Just give us a sec and we'll spoil right, it for you. Right. Jeez. I'm excited. Just do it. Um. Yeah. Uh, oh. we, we, uh, we'll do Black Widow third out of those three. But which would you guys want to do first? You know, just just. Uh, Mario. We should get Midnight. Great. Well, let's do the Mario thing because it's probably yeah. going to be quick. Midnight Mass will probably <laughs> take a little bit longer. And plus, we need to just get that out of our systems. Yes. Um. Okay. So, well. Um, we, we, we're almost public, so, you know, d d how, d how, you know, Fringy, I feel like you should take the reins on this. You should, you should give well, the exposition. On, on Mario. Hey, you saw it live. I didn't even see it live. I did, I did see it live. Um, oh, Nintendo Direct. There was Nintendo Direct the other day, and it, it was really cool. There's like a 3D Kirby open world game. That mm, looks really cool. Yeah. Bayonetta 3, oh. finally. It's been like four years since that got announced. Yeah. It looks awesome. Well, Lots of like fun. Years uh, Splatoon 3 looks really cool. So there was a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> and then Shigeru Miyamoto comes in. And it's like, oh, hey, I've been like over in America like working on this Mario movie. It's coming out <laughs> next year. And, um, and then it's like, Oh, we're about to announce the English voice cast for Mario. Now, the preamble, I had I had heard about this movie, and I wasn't super optimistic because it's Illumination. Um yeah. they don't really make good movies. But what what is I the stuff? Just, are they are they the despicable minions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing Secret Life of Pets, that kind of shit. Basically, Boss they're, baby? They're messing up. uh no, that's DreamWorks. Oh, that's the A team, I gotcha. Yeah. Um so, uh, funnily enough, I had just assumed that the avo uh, oh, sorry, assumed I had assumed that Charles Martinet would hang just on, be the voice of Mario. What, Fringy? What's wrong with saying assumed? Oh, that's a whole story. Correct, there. I, I, got oh, a, God. I got a comment. No, no. I'm going to part from the fact that you're wrong. Um, we're we're Australians. We can butcher language I, as much as we freaking want. Yeah, that, that was that was my initial. Oh, no, we can tell you can on, on, that, on that topic. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, I had just assumed that the original voice actors would be involved. I just, I just assumed, I, I thought that's what they were going to do. I never even thought that they would be getting other voices because, like, I don't know that, I don't know that I was ready to ever learn that there would be other people who were playing Mario and Luigi and Toad and stuff. <laughs> but then you just get that image on screen: Chris Pratt, Mario. <laughs> I don't know what I'm meant to do with that. I don't yeah. know what I'm meant to do with that. Well, like, I have no idea. There are some great takes, too. Uh, the fact that everybody, uh, all the headshots that they used for the actors were in color, except for Chris Pratt. Yeah, uh, that was so weird. Like, kind of suggested that, like, he, like he died during <laughs> It's Mario the movie in memory of Chris Pratt. It's what he would have wanted. I am um, <laughs> dedicated to Chris Pratt. Mario movie. Is is he gonna try and do the accent? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. So we talked about this before. I I was thinking it would be really cringe to do it, but now I'm thinking like it probably would be. He can't. He can't do it, right? Because it'd be too offensive nowadays. Oh, you can it mock Italians. It's, it's, you can mock Italians. Italian. They're okay. Well, well, Italians well, are I mean, whitish, so it depends. Well, maybe it's 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 funny you say that because. There's like a defamation case going on in Australia where a comedian made fun of an Italian. Um, oh god! Oh no! Not a comedian away. making fun of an Italian. Well, he oh. called him Super Barilaro. <laughs> Super Barilaro. <laughs> you know, that's offensive. <laughs> um, but 
I, I guess he could still... Well, if Mario is okay, if you're allowed to do Mario anyway, then surely you can still do Mario, like with the Italian voice. Chris Pratt said on his Instagram that they're working on the accent. Oh my god. So oh, no. it is going to be a voice. Oh my it's god. It's going to be a voice, I guess. You know what? At least I think Jack Jack Black will be entertaining. I'm not sure about the... He does not voice. seem like Bowser to me at all. I just cannot... Well, Seem as Bowser. Kind of the whole thing here is like none of these people seem like. How is Keegan Michael Key Toad? What? Yeah, Keegan Michael Key makes you go. What? See, I no Toad, the guy who constantly has a really high pitched, kind of whiny sort of voice. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing is Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Like, what is that? What is that? I don't know what that is. I I can't I can't picture this film like it doesn't exist in my head. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah, I don't know I don't what know. it is. It's so I, bizarre I, can I can't even Jack formulate Black. my imagination of I could uh, maybe like a fictional Jack version Black, of it. I guess, I guess the problem yeah, is I sit I, here and hmm, I can see it. Yeah, I, I can also see Charlie Day as Luigi, kind of, kind of miscast. There should have like, been Willem Dafoe. Everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Sorry, Willem Dafoe as Waluigi would be the most suitable. I'm something of a wham myself. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna have Warrior and Waluigi in a... No, he's it's gonna be like a Marvel Cinematic Universe cut in at the end where we got Danny DeVito going at the end. Oh, I figured you were gonna say like we're gonna have Link or something and they'll be a Super Smash Brothers oh, movie. No. The funny thing is oh, that's something that I would have thought would have been cool, but not Tom anymore. I don't want it anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> oh that I mean, you know, that could be <laughs> I, I don't know. Look at this cart. Look at him on screen. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I think Jack Black could put on a bit of a Bowser voice if he if he tries yeah. not to play Jack Black but tries to do the. Why hire voice? Jack Black to not play off. Jack Black? But that's like, all. But Jack, all Jack Black can do is Jack Black. He usually just does yeah, Jack he, Black. Yeah. He, he that's all that he does. Where it's Jack Black but macho. What, what game is that? Like something legend, brutal legend, right? He's still kind of just Jack Black, Black in that game, though. Yeah, yeah, He's exactly. Jack Black. So, That's all he is. Yeah. Well, I, I think... don't know about you guys, but I reckon they should have rehired Bob Hoskins to just do the voice of Mario, He's like little, in the original yeah. film. A little bit dead. Like, it's me, <laughs> Mario! 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 The powers oh, of CGI. Dead? Oh, the power of CGI, oh, yeah. Man, oh, man. So, uh, the Very elephant in the room, of course, is why the fuck aren't they doing the the original VAs the original for this? Voices. But yeah. Yeah, they even have Charles Martinet in the cast, but he's not playing yeah. Mario, Luigi, well, Wario, or Waluigi, which he's done for me, decades now. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that just... It's like how it was recently talked about Space Jam 2. Like, none of the voice actors who did all of the other Looney Tunes got credited. Zendaya got a credit for Lola Bunny, but nobody else got a credit. Oh and the Ratchet <laughs> and Clank movie, where Ratchet, Clank, and Quark, the three main characters of that movie, which was shit, but like... In any case, they're like the three main characters. They weren't on the poster. Their name wasn't top billing. Like they weren't even on the poster, but they were playing the main characters. It just well, feels credit, like that. Yeah, it's it's a, the problem with modern movies is credits aren't. Uh, they're not to credit the creators who helped make a film. It's advertising. It's for marketing. Oh well, I mean, it's always so, been advertising. And it's always been yeah. contracts. I guess it's just like really lame that the guy who is kind of almost solely. I, Maybe well, not solely responsible because it was obviously creative influence, right? But like the Mario that everybody knows is like that's him. 
he and, made yeah. that. And we all know it is for marketing, but at the same time, they are called credits. And it's like, we like to Even... believe in our mystical world that credits are designed to credit the people who have brought this yeah. to life sort of thing. And it's like, mm -hmm. why can't we credit the fucking people involved? Because usually that's just what happens along with marketing. Uh, this time, though, or a lot of times recently. So, like to put it to you know, put it to perspective, uh, Charles Martin has been playing Mario since 1992. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, That's literally as long longer as than, I've been alive. Right. So you think the guy he'd be like he'd be a great a great pick. Right, I mean, I understand if they're going to do. I, I understand, like for example, they're not using uh, James Hader or sorry uh, David Hader for the Metal Gear Solid movie because it's a it's a live action movie. I understand that you got to have the physicality and the voice. But mm -hmm. in animation, you can use whomever you want. You don't really mm -hmm. need to pick celebrities because you don't see them. It's all about the voice. So, yeah. Well, I, I think it just kind of... I kind of... Because it's, it's, this is like a meme, but they, they could make a Mario movie that could be really wholesome and fun. That's, yeah. that, I feel like that's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, you could have a Mario film where there's actually not a lot of dialogue at all. You you could have a lot of it just be communicated through visual cues. I mean, that's animation. Like that's that's the place to do it. Um, but yeah. we don't want to do that. We want like Donkey Kong needs to sound like Seth Rogen, probably. We <laughs> we need like the celebrity voices yeah. to sell. I don't it. get that Donkey Kong. Get like it. <laughs> it's just gonna be <laughs> <laughs> weed. Donkey Kong doesn't talk though. I guess that's what it means. It's like they tried Bowser talking and then they made it subtitles again for a reason. <laughs> like I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear these people talking. I don't want to hear Mario talking in full conversations. I just want Let's Go. Yeah, woohoo! That's that's all I want. Maybe I've got who's uh, directing Guardian. this. I have no idea. <laughs> Martin Scorsese, I don't know. Platformer is the real cinema. Oh, you know what? I'll check. I'll check. Super Mario movie director. Went. We might not know yet. Um, uh, oh, it's the Bob Hoskins one. 2022. <laughs> yeah, that's coming out next year. <laughs> no, <laughs> Bob Hoskins one's not coming out. <laughs> Oh wait, no! Whoops, that one's already is Chris out. Pratt, is Chris Pratt Italian? I mean, are I we at the I point where we're like he's culturally are we appropriate? To be crying in racist? That yeah, that is not Italian. I've seen people complaining about that on Twitter person. already. They're like, uh, the chance to oh, have really? Italian representation, you give it to an American, or whatever. It's like, oh my god, it's Mario. Um, it's Mario. Calm down. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do I act, do want a gorilla to play Donkey Kong? Like, <laughs> yes. Get a gorilla into the recording booth to just make sound. Might be better just than Seth Rogen. That would be Teen probably. Titans oh. Go. Oh. It's, okay. It's a, okay. Batman Brave and the Bold. Oh, they did cartoons at least. So at least they know what they're doing. Well, I mean, of course they did cartoons. It's not often that you get live action directors making oh, yeah, animated films. That's true also. But again, it's Illumination. But again, Shigeru Miyamoto has apparently been advising on it, and he's highly protective of Mario as an IP, so what are they doing? Like, what what are they allowed <laughs> to do? Apparently not. You know? <laughs> well, apparently not, yeah. But he doesn't let people make Paper Mario games for, like, this, he's letting this happen, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think that they'll basically probably uh, police the tone. And not make another Mar uh, Super Mario Brothers 1993 because that was 
like you pick it apart it wasn't a terrible completely terrible movie but it was just the tone was so wrong for mario, for mario brothers movie mm-hmm. i saw that in theaters i think as a kid that was <laughs> one of my biggest disappointments in cinema i swear to god <laughs> yeah i was kind of bored when i was watching it actually like, yeah i've been learning about it a lot actually last like, the last couple of days apparently they got like the same production designer who did like max headroom uh blade runner and stuff like that so they got a lot of like really like talented people because like you look at the sets you got like these uh miniaturized cities that have like all these neon signs like you know quote koopa and, and you know bullet bills bar or whatever and all these things so like they obviously put a lot of work into it but i think it was like a husband and wife director uh duo and they were getting in like personal fights on on set and stuff like that so the production was a complete mess but there was like some talented people working on it it just was not the right not the right fit for that that story (laughs) i mean we'll get some good memes out of all of this i guess probably you know what i'm willing to be surprised (laughs) by the movie you know i mean it could be good yeah it could be good yeah we we have it (laughs) It's not like in the Sony in the Sonic trailer where we actually see Sonic looking like you know, and and everyone we we haven't seen anything yet. Well, I mean, yeah. I get the impression Sorry. that yeah. it. Go ahead. I'm reserving judgment when, until I hear like Seth Rogen speak, talk as Donkey Kong. So. so hot take: I'm not a fan of Mario or the universe he exists in it's wow stri- he doesn't know, exist in the universe he exists in a galaxy yeah in a galaxy okay but it, it, it all strikes me as very random incongruent mess not too much of a consistent through line in its uh, thematic style or execution and stuff it's just like a, a vomiting a random things thrown together that they just combine into a video game. Um, and hey, I, I'm not experienced in the lore, and so there's probably heaps of fanboys going to be coming out saying, well, oh, you I'm, just need to know all the background and all that stuff. Funny, because I'm sitting here, it's like, well, Yoshi saved Mario as a little baby, and then later on <laughs> Mario grows up to live in the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom and help Princess mm-hmm. Peach and save her. And she, they go to all these different kingdoms, and they have their own names. There's like the Mushroom Kingdom, then there's the kingdom that they go to in, um, in 3D World, where they've got like the little pixie princesses that they have to save. Let's There's not forget the, the island resort of Isle Delfino. You know? uh, yes, Isle Delfino, and then of course the observatory when they go to Super Mario Galaxy, going on adventures with Rosalina. In fact, Super Mario Galaxy had like a story, like it had an actual story, and it was, it was kind of well, cool. I will be interested to see how they translate it into a film uh in this uh, new attempt because it was an interesting execution the last time so Uh, i mean because because i think it could obviously work for video games because it's just random combination of all these different elements that okay in the background if it's explained uh just on the surface it looks very you know out of place with all these different elements thrown together uh and so yeah we'll see if they can pull it off in the film I disagree. I think it's very coherent. You've got a Mexican plumber who's also Italian, made by a Japanese development company, who lists, uh, with the soundtrack is Caribbean uh, music with the Caribbean drums, who eats mushrooms to get the power to defeat dragons while also riding a dinosaur. I think that's perfectly I think, sensible. I guess, it's, I guess that is the funny thing, right, is it was 
they just wanted to figure out mechanics. And, like, I'm not sure how concerned they were with, like, the story when they first made it, but then Mario became, like, the biggest thing ever. So it's like, all right, let's, let's like, actually figure out what this is. Like It, like, completely exactly embraces the random. And, and I think even it does embrace the random, yeah. Yeah, and it got even weirder because um, the original, uh, got the, there's the original NES game, and then the sequel actually was never released in the States. Instead, they took sure. a diff completely different game with Birdo and all those other weird creatures and stuff, and then they reskinned it and released it as Mario 2. So what we know in the States as Mario 2 was actually a completely different game. So you're basically merging these two very, very different universes together, and then that all became canon, and then they did whatever. Basically, they did whatever, and anything anything stuck so <laughs> well i mean i uh i actually i i like i i i kind of like the inconsistency because yeah there, there like there is no canon that seems no. to make much sense um yeah. but i do like the inconsistency in the sense that um it feels like there's a lot of variety even though you kind of have this idea in your head of like oh yeah mario mushroom kingdom and like the hills have smiles on their faces and things like that so it feels charming. like there are Horrifying, all these yeah. different places well, <laughs> both horrifying and charming. I actually, I think when I when I saw this announcement, what I realized is like I actually do really love Mario. Like I I really like these Mario games. Um, mm -hmm. You're just friends. I I would be. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'd just be really sad if they they fucked Fuck it, it up, up. which yeah. they probably are going to. Um, cool. The the main yeah. thing that that I don't know if it'll hold up in movie form is that despite all the wacky, completely nonsensical stuff that's happened in the in the probably fifty to one hundred plus Mario games over the past you know thirty plus years, uh, what's always held them up uh, is really solid gameplay. Like, who cares what what you're playing and what you're doing if the gameplay is solid? Like, there's yeah. very there's very few Mario games that are actually bad. They're all really have a really solid foundation. Like even, uh, one of my least favorite ones is Yoshi's Island, not because the gameplay of the game is actually great, but I despise the little <laughs> crying baby mechanic. Oh sure, yeah, but I. I but it's a great I game, mean, I, yeah. Well, Yoshi's Island is like, oh, so. yeah, that's a great game. Well, see, that's been my kind of impression. That you know, there's been a lot of Mario games I've enjoyed over the past, like the really old school, you know, ones, and um, mm -hmm. even Mario Kart I enjoyed heaps because the gameplay has always been solid and entertaining. But the background story, <laughs> like I've always thought, it's just utter complete garbage. And it's like it, I'm I, not I really interested in Mario as a character. I like the fact is um, a plumber, and, and like that's and so. To me, trying to make a film out of that is basically trying to take the worst, Plumber's weakest parts of the franchise please. into um, a, a film that's reliant on those weakest uh, elements of the we franchise. Don't, we don't know if that's Ooh. what it's relying on. Well, well, well you know, we a know film is. technically is, you know, predominantly a story, and the story elements well, oh, of sure, Mario but, things is... But it could be hyper-adaptation, right? Like, this this could be hyper-different from... Uh, from i don't expect it to be because i don't think they would do that but like it could be hyper different from mario but then again like when it comes to the story thing it's like yeah i agree like um i, I mean i find the story is totally fine in in terms of the context of the games it's like yep uh, your princess is not another castle go get her like that that's totally fine it just pushes you forward but i mean if we're gonna pick like a nintendo ip and make a movie out of it I feel like you could have picked anything else and it would have been a better option. Like Star Fox, Metroid, Zelda. Yes. Yeah, uh, oh, Metroid would be great. You could have yeah. done Kirby. Yeah. Those are the thing. When you go Mario movie, film. I'm just like, what? Hmm, what is that going to yeah. be? Like, of all of them. 
make a Fire Emblem movie. You can make a you can make like a movie about basically any other Nintendo IP. You can make a friggin' like you can make a knockout movie. You can just do that, but like like Mario, that's it was like the weirdest choice of them all. You can make a Luigi's Mansion they movie. Could... You could have made a Luigi's so Mansion much. movie, yeah. They could do so much with like Zelda as well, bringing in Link into yeah. live action and Absolutely stuff like full-on epic fantasy treatment. Um, well, maybe yeah. we'll be getting them if this is a success, which it probably would be, right? If they market it right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's well, it's Illumination. All their films make money, and they're probably gonna. It's probably gonna make. It's probably. I'm assuming a lot of money. this got started up because of Sonic. I, I would assume. Um, no, probably, I guess yeah. with. Uh, I think this was on the cards several years ago. Like it's it's been known about for mm. a while that this project's been happening. Um, it might have been Warcraft, even. Like I'm not sure. if There's just more video game movies now. Oh, I mean, well, if if we're going that far back, I mean, everything would have encouraged it, right? In the same way that um, probably yeah, maybe Logan was being tooled with for a while, and then Deadpool made it, so they were like, all right, let's do it. You know, it's funny. Uh, yeah, there was maybe. actually a, there was a leaked poster, uh, early pre-release poster for the Sonic movie. That had Chris Pratt instead of James Marsden, so really? uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't hundred percent verify the veracity of it, but I saw the picture and it looked pretty legit. And I'm a Photoshop, you know, do Photoshop for a day job, so looked pretty legit to me. But if that's if that's true, then it means a real that they, job, <laughs> yeah. real job. Uh, but if that's true, then Chris Pratt was rejected by Sega to then work for Nintendo. <laughs> oh my God, um, what kind of world is that? So yeah, uh, plenty to be worried about. <laughs> we'll yeah. see how it all goes. Uh, it was It'll probably be a meme riot. I was gonna say it was, oh, yeah. it was quite the, the 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 meme in general for the internet. Seeing Chris Pratt as Mario was just like, wow, that's um, hmm, okay. <laughs> Everyone thought it was Yoshi. a joke. <laughs> yeah, but, but memes are great, regardless. Yeah, yeah. I have to like say. that one on screen. Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, My prediction is that uh, it's going to be absolute garbage. I'd hope it, yeah. it wouldn't be, but uh, not only am I just more cynical these days because of the just slop being made, because I'm already a bit, you know, skeptical on the franchise being adapted into a story format like this. Is what like, <laughs> I'm thinking is mm. going to be horrible. They could do one thing that would make the movie 100% consistent and perfect. After everything, all the illumination, 3D, hijinks, Bowser, you know, Seth Rogen, whatever. Uh, at the very end, there's like an after credit scene where you, you just see Chris Pratt, IRL, wake up covered in mushrooms. And he's like, what the hell happened? Really <laughs> what the fuck fun. did that dude give me? <laughs> yeah. People are already making jokes about like a, a Nick Fury equivalent turning up to tell Mario is part of a greater universe. Yeah, oh and then they make Super Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers movie by Illumination. Oh, oh, oh my god, they're gonna do it! Oh my god, Fringy, they're gonna do it now. I no. Sounds I crazy, but in a world, there's no way. There's no way that that's not been discussed, they've, if they've, not been the yeah. focus. That's probably yeah, like what? the main thing they want to do. Why put in Donkey Kong in a fucking yeah? Like like okay, Donkey Kong is like the old nemesis of Mario, right? And and way back, but. Just including him in the middle of the fucking credits, it's it's like they're they're already like toying with the idea. Maybe if this works, we'll have a Donkey Kong movie. I, I can see them like talking about it behind the scenes. Like, well, I think Cranky Kong is in this movie, which um, is that yeah, more distant Kong. Crank, cranky Kong, Cranky Kong is the original. So the, here's here's your, here's your Mario lore. So like, 
the Donkey Kong that is in like all the Mario Kart games, the Happy One, the Donkey Kong Country One. He's he's the grandson of the original Donkey Kong who Mario fought in the first game. Mm. That's Cranky Kong. He's angry. Okay. So Donkey Kong that you're familiar with is like the happy, friendly. It's Jumpman, right? Is the first one. Yeah, Jumpman was oh. originally named for Mario back in the day with like the original Donkey Kong arcade game and, yeah, that's and right. uh, Wrecking Crew, Jumpman. Wrecking and Crew, Pauline. and stuff like that. But Pauline's yeah. back now uh, after Odyssey, and she's sticking around. She's really cool. What's so cool about Pauline, Ringy? She's yeah, a great Ringy. singer. She's the mayor of a town. She's doing a bang-up job trying to help out her citizens. She's got like a very smooth voice. Um, she, she gets she's captured by apes. Wow, but not anymore. She's she's the mayor of New Donk City. All right, <laughs> she's she's revitalizing <laughs> that town. She's she she cool. broke up with Mario. Um, well, you know they they Mario's moved on to Peach. Mario, so. Mario yeah. was plumbing, and and she he was a princess in the city. <laughs> well, that's that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, Super Mario. Super Mario. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, 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 bam. Which I suppose leads us to the second event of, of this intro. Oh, yeah. uh, this is going to be less funny. Uh, yeah, so, all right, we're done with that topic, okay? <laughs> Next. Oh, it's all down here from here, guys. So, well, I think you're referring to Black Widow. So, so t- topic oh, number oh, two. Good old, good old Haunting of Hill House is something that we often praise and people really liked. And then Blind Manor came out, as everyone remembers, we loved it. A lot of people didn't like it at all. And then Midnight Mass was this new show coming out. Same creator, same, a lot of the same cast, yeah. and same sort of, I guess I could say, just style, same approach. And, uh, you know, we, we, were all, we were all excited. It released yesterday, and um, because we're totally normal people, we spent nine hours just watching the entire season. All the way through. Oh god damn. Oh damn. Um, That's what we spent our yesterday doing. Yep. At least half uh, uh, yes, and uh, it was a triumph, an absolute wonderful thing. Uh what was it called again? Wait, Midnight, midnight Mass? Midnight, midnight yes, Mass. The, I, the, I thought the Midnights were exceptionally done. The You've not even were seen excellent. it. You're a liar. I, what no? What I don't know what you're <laughs> doing. You're a liar. You're a liar. The, the masses is just good. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how... I, um, uh, hey, Rags, what did you think of Midnight Mass? So, Mahler, I'm mm-hmm. glad you asked. Mm-hmm. So, for those of us who remember when we talked about Hill House, that was ten episodes long, yes. and we thought the first nine episodes were super great. We really loved... There's a lot of really good stuff in there. Nine solid episodes of crazy good TV. And then episode 10 happened and it kind of did a lot of damage to everything. It was a really, really, really bad, oh, for reference, catastrophic 10th episode. Uh, we will remain spoiler free until we say that we won't be. Every show, I had the same experience with Hill House and Blind Manor. I loved everything up in, up until episode 10. So, oh, well, see, that's like, well, there was no 10th episode uh, on one because. Oh, okay. well, there, there was no tenth episode, but also that Bly Manor, like the finale, is pretty good. It's really, it's really good. It doesn't. We'll, we'll, yeah. you know, we'll we'll get to that. But rags continue, and yeah, like I said, we will we will mm-hmm. signpost when we get to spoilers chat, and you'll know to leave. Don't worry. 
Yeah, so Mike Flanagan, he's the guy who does these three shows, right? He has a track right. He has sort of has a track record of starting something, not even so getting to the finish line and tripping horribly. Um and unfortunately, Midnight Mass had us on the edge of our seats with excitement for the first six out of the seven episodes. It was full of incredibly good dialogue, well-constructed character conversations. It had great tone, uh, shot compositions. It had a great setting. Um, it was very interesting to see, you know, what it was about and how things were explained and what was happening in, with all the characters. And we were very, very, very pleased with this show. And then episode seven happened. And it kind of ruined basically everything. And we in we we were not happy campers. I woke up today we and I saw not in a, happy you know, a group chat. I just saw Mel saying I'm still sad. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it is one of the worst endings to a TV show I've ever seen in my life. It unfortunately. is kind it of is incredible. Catastrophically bad. Six amazing episodes that I highly recommend. Six stellar, wonderfully crafted pieces of media, all capped off with a giant turd. And like oh, people, people might I'll be work. like, "Wow, again!" Like it's worse than Hill House this time. The drop off was. Worse than Hill House. I, think, I think it's worse than Hill House. It's cliff levels. Yeah. You just go wee. You're know, like, oh. Wait, wait. Why? Why was the last episode so bad? Well, so I'm oh. thinking now, like, if we want to. Get a little bit more specific. This is your warning, people in chat and uh, people in the cast. If you want to uh, mute, I'm good. Uh, uh, Spoil me. I suppose I will signal that we're back to non-spoilers by showing the cast of the new Mario movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I might mute it because I've not seen it yet. So All right. I'd rather experience it, even if oh. it's going to be disappointing. All right. I I have no intention of watching it. I'm not a fan of horrors, so go go ahead and spoil me. Very well. It's, All right. It's not even that. It's like the other ones. It's not really horror-y in a more in a traditional yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, it has some spooky moments, but they are they're spaced out fairly well. They sort of sneak up on you. It's not like a um, it's not like a conjuring or anything like that. Um, so if you generally don't watch horror stuff, I think this still might interest you. I I would definitely recommend these shows because um, um, I I wouldn't say that the horror is really their strength per se, but it's a great tonal addition it it, it they, I mean, it's used really really well of the horror that's there i liked it it's just not um it's yeah, not, yeah it's not all the time it's not really highly focused it's much more based on the characters and uh, yeah so last chance people in chat run away like i said i'll signal you by changing the screen to the cast of the mario movie coming uh, next year or whatever so uh this show is 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 mainly about a little island town that um, our our protagonist is returning to after having served, I think, ten years in prison, something like that. Four. Oh, is it? Well, four to, is four to ten. Okay, it's four. I think four years. Something. I think he got four. Um, and he comes back, and uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of how fast I should explain this. I guess it's just uh, it's weird things going on, and 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 uh, the local main monsignor uh, is mysteriously kind of missing, and a new guy is replacing him. And uh, Mass starts to get more and more popular over the course of the episodes. And the town starts experiencing miracles. Different people getting healed for different ailments. Uh, meanwhile, we're learning a lot about all the people who are there and why they're there. And, um, I mean, 
there's also sightings of a hideous person slash creature on the island and weird things are happening like cats are getting killed en masse and uh uh i guess that's about all you could say before progressing to the halfway in the season where we start to discover that the um again this is just spoilers so why not because i want to get to that last episode and explain quickly how horrible it is so the 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 monsignor is a man who when losing his like mind he stumbled in the desert uh, on while on a pilgrimage and and discovered a vampire in a cave um, they never oh. use the word vampire in the show, but I mean, I don't yes. understand why you wouldn't refer to this thing as a vampire. Uh, so we have to assume there are no vampires in their world because none of them refer to any of this as vampiric in any way, shape, or form. But it's a good old uh, pale, winged, monstery humanoid. And, uh, yeah, sucks blood, you know, flies a whole nine yards. Doesn't go out in day. Time. Yeah, okay. and, it's, and yeah. We, we were like, we were like, oh, neat vampires. Let's, you know, why not? Fun. Let's let's see where this mm -hmm. goes. Um, and the Monsignor interprets all of it as nice reveal. I'll add the whole because you don't really know what's happening, and then they reveal it that oh, it's like a vampire thing, yeah. but in a very good yeah. way. We were like, ooh, this is a vampire thing. All right. Um, yeah, we had no idea that was coming. It was it was uh, cool. Um. And then the the Monsignor interprets this all very much to be religious, that the vampire is actually an angel, that the the uh, youth and uh, healing faculties and stuff that are uh, given to him are all through, like, God's Blessings. divine plan. Yeah. And so yeah. he wants to spread it to the town to look after everyone, but to also warn them of the fact that when you get this amazing benefit... You're unable to go out in the sun, and you get a thirst for blood. Um, so we are vampires. Yeah, and and uh, yeah. you know, there's a couple subversions here and there, a couple of twists and turns. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. I can probably avoid. I don't want to explain too much because you know, there. The, the thing about this is, when we get to the point of saying, "Do we recommend this?" It's gonna be a really fucking hard answer. So it'll be like mm -hmm. Hill House. Again, avoiding more so the journey, I'll just get to the ending so that we can talk about why, like, there's a main stupid thing we have to get to. So, the, the, the town gets fully infected, if you will, almost during a midnight mass, and uh, the, the remaining citizens who are either non-religious or refused to take communion, which is how they were uh, giving vampire blood off to people a lot of the time, um, but also they just do it by the classic sort of, you suck their blood and then you give them your blood and it turns them into a vampire. Our, our, our heroes escape, and a lot of the town is just getting slaughtered, and the vampire team try and attack... Um, <laughs> they try and attack our heroes by throwing some Molotovs into a house, and then they realize that that house is set on fire now and it's going to spread, and then they're like, that's fine, because a uh, Bible verse about fire... And then our heroes start setting the remaining houses on fire, as well as the boats on the island. Because our hero's plan is, if we get rid of all the abilities to leave the island and all of the cover on the island, the sun will kill all the vampires. And we were, we were like, watching this episode, that was like the halfway point, I think that became clear. And we were like, huh? Like, why would... That's kind of baffling. Why would burning all the buildings mean they can't take cover from the sun? 
Um, they can't find yeah. a tree or dig a hole or, or just a any number of things, or a bridge or any, any number of things that human beings get stacks and like, tin cans in a wall. <laughs> like, yeah, a or just well, the, they're like, oh, but the houses are burning down, so there'll be no. It's like you could still hide underneath the rubble. That's you know, if if your choice is that or die, like what you know, what are you gonna do? Basically, the show tells us to accept a completely ridiculous, implausible, logically it, nonsensical premise. Yeah, well, we have to accept something impossible because they kind of want an Ultron ending where it's like, nah, all of them are dead. See, it's all good. They they stopped them. They're all dead. Yeah, there's it's okay. There's a portion in the show where a crowd of vampires are heading toward the last building that's not on fire. And that building gets set on fire because um, one of the vampires has a change of heart and uh, does it. Mm -hmm. But then all of the vampires are basically like, well, we're fucked. Nothing we can do. Let's just yep. stand in the open and, and get burned by the sun. Um, mm -hmm. It is a garbage fucking ending that makes no sense at all. And, and thematically a show that I thought was leading to a certain place now feels like it's all over the place and it kind of doesn't know what it is thematically. Oh yeah, this show's thematics are very skewed and confused and weird. Yeah. And I don't think they were until the ending, um, until that last episode, because now I'm not sure what I'm meant to think. It, j it just feels like um, I don't have a clear through line to identify. Um, I think it was safe to conclude that the show was about addiction, but I don't know that the ending makes sense anymore with that in mind. Yeah, there's um, a, we were very confused as to what the show was make sense. trying yeah. to say. I don't think, well, um, yeah, because I think the show kind of keeps changing its mind on like what it means. Like if you're a vampire, it's like, how lucid are you? Because it seems like all the main character vampires are incredibly lucid, but everybody else is just insane. I don't, like, why? Uh, and, and if so, what does that say about them? in terms of moral culpability or anything like that. It had a lot to say on death uh, that seemed pretty good. Yeah. Like, that that seemed fine. Yeah. It, was, it was relatively un undamaged, but the the addiction stuff was all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, we talk about Bly Manor and how great it is to have mechanics explored and explained for the establishment of <clears throat> stakes and understanding what's happening and the rules. And this... This kind of was a failure in that regard in a lot of senses where yeah. up until the end, they did a pretty good job explaining a lot of the mechanics of vampirism and whatnot. And then at the end, it all just sort of falls apart yeah, would, and they I, don't. I would go as far as saying they spent like half an hour teaching someone exactly what it means to be a vampire. And then in the last episode, they kind of just fuck with it all over the place in terms of what it means for you as a person. Mm -hmm. And it was very confusing to watch. People, like, become vampires and they're ravenous. They just want to eat and drink, you know, blood and stuff. But then, near the end, they're like, you know what? We're bad people. We should die. And you're like, oh. I don't, I think um, that's what, I don't even know if that's what they were going for. That's the thing. It's so just open and unexplained and weird and unbelievable. I don't even know what they were trying to say. Didn't Mola say that Haunting of Blind Manor was some of the best television he's ever seen? Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, it is. Blind Manor is insanely good. Um, I yeah, we we. Needless to say, we were very disappointed. Hurt, yeah, the, the um, characters get hurt significantly. A lot of the characters yeah, are damaged is, in the final uh, finale. There is well, I guess that's because we did really like this show up until that point. There is a character in this show who was in it for uh, not until the end. And his story is complete from beginning to end. It's done, and it's it's really fantastic. And he mm -hmm. 
is safe. He's safe. That yeah. character is safe from the finale. Um so so but but he's kind of the only one. When I think about everybody else, their ending was really disappointing. Confusing. Um, the, there was one character who we were all super happy about. Like he was he was just a cool dude and he got a really unceremonious ending. And it's not it kind of like everyone almost. I was gonna say Everybody two, got, yeah. two of the best characters. There's no need to really. This is the spoilers. So like, it's it's a guy who is is fighting to get his place on this island. Everyone's always hated him, and he's only ever done the best he can for the people of the island and his son. And um, in the finale, he's trying to burn down the last house, and for some reason, because he's a fucking moron, he ends his journey of piling the uh, the the petrol or whatever on on the building right in front of the group of vampires. Like he he yeah. circles around the whole house and ends up right next to this giant group as if like he's like, huh, okay. And then he gets shot because of course, and he's shot well, because, by the most reprehensible the, character in the whole series. Well, well, wait, hold on. So he got shot because two characters made the smart decision to get some guns, but then dropped oh. them after they were getting chased by some vampires. They dropped the guns, and then that guy. They used just that left gun. them. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, left that gun there for them to use against our protagonist. Two of them. Which two ends of them got up killed with that gun. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. Um, but we we get some moments of insane plot stupidity here in this show. Yeah, where characters uh, just yeah. do insanely stupid, moronic things. To explain that yeah, a little because... bit more cleanly, right? Like the the two characters running away from monsters. They have a gun. It's a good gun. It's a useful fucking gun. And then they slip for reasons we don't need to go over that. And the gun is obviously dropped right next to them. And then they see three more people coming at them, many, many, many meters away. And they decide to sprint off and leave the gun on the floor. Which is just, yeah, just leave the it. last thing just I think you would do when you're desperate to survive. You have a gun. You you don't leave the gun. And that would be bad enough, except that gun is then picked up by a bad guy. Who then uh, ends who is up... A, yeah, who is a bad guy who, despite the show wanting to tell us he gets redeemed, is not at all redeemed. <laughs> no. Well, and, um, well, the problem... Yeah. Two of the best characters are casually killed by that gun. Just, just, oh. just dudzo. Yeah. Um, and their endings are shite. <laughs> Well, and 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 their endings being crap ties into other characters' endings being <clears throat> like the first character who gets shot hard. There was a moment in the finale where there was something really cool that happened, where it was basically that all, all of the people were there, and um, the the guy who was kind of responsible for causing all of this realized that he made a mistake, and then he like opened the doors to the church and was like, "Everybody's welcome here." And we were like, "Ooh, are they going to do a thing where it's like they split up? Who wants to be in the more like..." the the good guy side versus the the really evil side um but then the person gets shot and then they just burn down the church it's like oh i guess you just give it up like that's yeah it. that was that was give weird up. how they started to set up that good bad vampire thing and then and like 10 seconds it's later it's just done and nothing becomes yeah, of it exactly uh very it's just like i i know we're just sort of casually sort of explaining things and you might yeah you are going to lack a lot of context if you haven't mm. seen the show for why a lot of this stuff is frustrating and doesn't make sense and is horrible but like everyone in that call was just so deflated after six great episodes you get to the end and you just uh what a apart. load of crap um i mean a clear example of like this this is kind of the the, the worst character not the what like she's basically the villainous character right at the end when all of the vampires are like yeah i guess i'll die now um, she goes to the beach to watch the sunrise, and then she's like, 
oh no, I've got to dig a hole. If I can dig a <laughs> hole, I can survive. And and it's just like, what are we? <laughs> did nobody? <laughs> Why didn't you think of this earlier? You did it now and then. And then when the sun rises, she's screaming in agony, and it's like. So she's screaming, and everybody else is just calmly burning to death. Yeah. Like, what is going on? They basically wanted well, to everyone... give you the satisfaction yeah. that the villain character screams as the sun burns her as a vampire. But all of the other vampires on the island just, they're standing, they're singing, or they're sitting, they're and they them. peacefully yeah. They don't perish. Show yeah. yeah, they peacefully. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like, Bleh! and her whole face just it's burns up, and it's just like, yeah, everyone died like that show. Don't convince me yeah, otherwise. Including, including the kids on the island. Yeah. Like, there's no attention paid oh. to them at all. Yeah. They're, yeah, if you were looking for a show where the bad characters get punished and the good characters are, like, at least. The die heroically, or they're spared a terrible fate. This ain't the show for you. It's insanely unsatisfying. Everyone, good and evil, they all get the same fucking death, and it's shit. And it's confusing. It's very confusing. And then, and, oh, the ending, the specific ending line, man. I I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, we we the ending, yeah. <laughs> Should we explain that? Or <laughs> the, oh. the healing properties of the vampire stuff make it so that a lot of people on the island are uh, fixed of their blue well, vision uh, or um, bad backs. Okay. You know, yeah. Unbeknownst to most, unbeknownst to basically everybody on the island, inside of the communion wine, there's vampire blood, which is. Um, which is given to them Has in trace amounts during every mass. Yeah. Because uh, there's a Catholic mass on the church. And so slowly everyone starts to get healed and everyone starts to, um, you know, get better, get younger. And so one of the, the there's a character, oh, go ahead. A, a, there's a girl who is crippled. And she, because she has been attending mass constantly, she goes to mass every day and been drinking the blood every day, unbeknownst to her. She is cured of her uh, crippledness, crippality, mm -hmm. and she can now walk. And everyone's amazed. This is the big, amazing miracle that really starts to get people to go, whoa, that's crazy. And for most, I would say half the show, she can now walk. Uh, she walks around and is a character, you know, moving around. Uh, no ramps needed. It's a big deal. And then in the very final line of the entire, after the vampires are defeated, quote unquote defeated um, after everything's on fire after you feel like shit that it's all kind of over um, our two survivors that's right our two survivors um, they're on a boat no overlooking the burning remnants of the island and she turns to this other character and says I can't feel my legs and end and she smiles credits and she smiles. And she smiles, yeah. which is bizarre because I would not be thrilled about that. That means she's not a vampire, right? That's why. So, she's so I think that's what I they're going for: is that the curse is done, that the vampire's influence is over, that blah blah blah. But it's just like I can't use my legs anymore. Woohoo! You're like, okay. Because <laughs> uh, it seems like, as far as we know, in trace amounts, it seems like the vampire stuff is kind of great. Yeah, there's no. They don't really explain a drawback to it. Um, this yeah, there is no drawback even... if you just take a little at a time here and there. Like I was, even her, she had a little sip, a little, a little taste every day at communion, at mass, and she, her paralysis was cured. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any negatives whatsoever to 
trace amounts of vampire blood. Another huge problem. So, it was like yeah. almost the uh, the thematic element, right? In, in moderation, a lot of the things that are incredibly addictive but also dangerous, they're fine. Yeah, that they have they, like... they have the lines about alcohol isn't good or evil, and you know things like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's you and what you do with it and um, stuff like that. So that's that's hard enough to to square away. That like, why couldn't you just regularly drink bits of vampire blood? What is what is the show telling us? I would us want that... to. Yeah. But then you've also got you, you might you, you'd be thinking to yourself like, yeah, okay, but at least, you know at least we know being a vampire is bad. And it's like, well, not really. Uh, we have several vampires in this show. Many of them refuse to eat people. They're like, no, I won't. I can't do that. That's fucked up. And then you're like, oh, yeah, they. So what's yeah, wrong? Yeah, they set up like, the idea of an ethical vampire. And and so what is um what is wrong with with being a vampire at that point? And you're like, well, it's gross. I don't know. <laughs> you're a vampire. Fucked up. And uh, yeah, the, there's a line at yeah. one point from one of the main characters toward the end saying like, you know, when our time is done, it's done. As if to imply, like, you shouldn't be trying to get more time by being a vampire, you should accept death. And I'm just like, but you haven't really... Fuck that! You haven't really... Hmm. Uh, someone said, I think they're just saying the main vampire dies and the vampire blood stops working. It's like, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. It's such I a... If, it's saying. a... Atmospherically, you're just sitting there and she's like, my legs don't... don't I don't feel my legs anymore. You're like, okay. Not a happy moment. If it, that's what I mean, I don't think they. If we knew yeah. that having any vampire blood in your system was horrifically bad and it'll lead to horrible things, I could maybe understand it. But I'm just sitting here like it wasn't that bad. It seems to be nothing but a positive. Like I said, if I was in that universe, man, I'll take a sip every day. Thanks. So um. Wait. So stuff's so great. Ingesting the, so ingesting the blood doesn't corrupt you. Like if um, you have a little bit of time, yeah, and well, trace amount, unless you, yeah, unless you die. In which case, then you would turn into a vampire. So that that's probably oh, okay. the concern, right? If you die, well, that, I guess at that point, idea. I'd still rather be you, a vampire than die. I'd still I rather think. be a vampire than dead. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I'd just be an ethical vampire. It's like I don't want to kill anyone or eat anyone. Drink. I'll the, just go buy blood bags or drink ex animal exactly blood. pigs' blood, cows' blood. They make it clear you can survive on that as a vampire in this universe. So I don't know, man. And they didn't explore that at all. They were just like, no, nah, all the vampires killed themselves. It's fine. Shut up. You're like, okay. Everyone on the island, a hundred people, as far as over a hundred people, as far as we know, they're just like, yeah, I'll die. Or not just, I'll just die. I will die horribly. Yeah. Despite the fact that some of us made the conscious decision to become vampires anyway, basically. And some of us like, didn't, so yeah. Clearly, and some of them were super well, devout, but apparently only the, yeah. the evil lady was the only one who wanted to find a way to survive, but none of them came up with a way of just digging. Like, nobody thought of that. It is, uh... We didn't have oh, a shovel guys. on the island, I'm afraid. Mm. It ain't good. <sighs> Wait, so, if I... If if I am also getting it from what you guys are saying, everyone acted intelligently until the last episode. Am I getting that right? Pretty That's much, yeah. Impression. For the most part, yeah. I'd say for the most part. Um, There's some bits and bobs throughout the show. Please, yeah, I was pretty pleased, yeah. But, um, oh, you get some great, like, conversations throughout the season. Loads of awesome stories oh, yeah. and histories. Um, a particular character's whole stories worth seeing. That'll be episodes one through five, is five. it? Five. Yeah. Yeah, five. Um, and episode no, five's ending that. is haunting, to say the least. They, oh, they, yeah. they did it quite well, as they often do with episode five. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and so, so this is the thing. Uh, we we come to the end of all of this. Uh, Fringy, Rags, 
do you recommend the show? Uh, I'm not sure. That's the thing. As good as those first six episodes were, and don't let that be understated, those are some no, no, really good, amazing yeah. episodes. Though that was some good shit. Lovely slow burn. Not time isn't wasted, but Mike, Mike certainly takes his time to establish everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that's the thing. If the ending is the payoff to all this stuff, oh, it's tough. It is really. It is a sour taste when you complete it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I if I said to somebody, "Yes, yeah, stop after five, but they'd probably say, "No, I want to see how it ends because that's what we wanted to do." I think I would recommend it. It does just slip over. I think it's worth seeing because the craft is top notch for a lot of aspects. Just yeah. that, f- just be warned that last episode is coming, coming to get you. Yeah. Um. Stop. Yeah. If you if you're the person who could stop, stop at the end of six and just sort of imagine it turned out how you wanted it. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> well, that's that. I guess. Yeah. I I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, okay. So a head cannon new episode for episode six. Blade seven? comes no, and kills them all. Six is great. Oh, yeah. And, and, oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> seven, episode seven. But Blade comes, kills them all. The end. Done. I would have preferred that. No. I'll, t- I'll take it over the canon ending. <laughs> I mean, is it better than the canon ending? I guess. Yeah, right. I think you could do better. I think you can do better than that. Oh, you changed the ending, Rex. If it was you, if it was me, I would. I mean, I forgot, I would go with something safe that plays better into the thematics. It 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 really can't be understated how how fucky the thematics are at, after the end of that last episode. Like it's really bizarre. Like, what do you mean mm. by thematics? I, I, the, theme the theme of the show. The theme of the, of the show. Okay, so what what do you what do you get from the theme of the show then? After the seventh episode, um, I don't know. That's no, the I thing. Mean before, okay, let's ignore the. What was it? What was your impression for the first six episodes then? What, what, no, what in the first six think? episodes, I think Fringy sort of alluded to it, but it's kind of like addiction in a sense. That there's mm-hmm. a bad part of you that you need to control and you can't let take over you. And so addiction plays into that where you can't let things kind of ruin you. Like there's an in- there's an internal battle inside of you that you have to fight for and and win, essentially. Which so is really, really that- good and would play wonderful. Mm-hmm. It, that's the thing. It's, it's, it, it seems as if it was set up perfectly. For like a vampire, yeah, vampire idea stories and concept lend themselves where you have the good and bad vampires. Yeah, absolutely. The bad vampires succumb to their bloodlust, and they do the easy thing, and they just hunt and go on the prowl for blood. And the good vampires are like, nope, it's not the right thing to do. If people, you know, suffer, and I'm not going to do that to other people. So I'm going to be a good vampire, and there you go. And so maybe the good vampires, they're the ones who survive because the bad ones get burnt up. Um, uh, because of something they do, or they get to live on the island uh, as a vampire place, and you get to have the priest, uh, Monsignor, who gets to keep, you know, he gets to be like the vamp- the guy in charge of the vampires, or he gets to be their, their he pastor. He can lead them to salvation. Yes. Especially because he kind of changes his tune at the end because he yeah, sees what's Along with the AA meetings, you know? like this, it's all set. You, you you're all good to go. 
And because, um, funnily enough, in this vampire thing, they they don't do um, the garlic stuff, crosses, fangs, even they just sort of uh, bite. We don't have uh, reflections or invitations. They leave out a lot of um, you know, which is fine by the way. It's seems to be very blood related. Yeah, they try to keep they it don't pretty even grounded have, um, in terms of it's all about blood stuff. They have boosted healing, but they don't have any kind of boosted strength. Everyone, all the vampires are of. The same strength they had previously, which uh, I thought was interesting as well. It's just like okay, they basically just people with bloodlust, and that's why you're like, oh, I, I see you stripped away a lot of the vampire stuff to make it very much about addiction. Then, like that's clearly the point. Yeah, like uh, nothing about garlic or crosses stuff. It's stuff you could believe, really. Yeah, it really blood related stuff. The kind of thing where if you had like special weird tism blood, you could believe that that would be a result. Kind of sounds like they ran out of Thanks. money, and the show was supposed to go for another two, one or two episodes. I, I, we, we are pretty sure the last episode was rushed as fuck. I, I, I don't understand how it could have ended up so shit. So I think, like, it, if the addiction thing was their angle, maybe like them realizing that they they were doing a bad thing and they and they all killed themselves. Maybe that was the guy was going for, but it was executed. Maybe poorly. that's what he was going for, but it just doesn't work. None of it works. Because there are good vampires who, who moderate there, Yeah, there's clearly good vampires. Some of them feel remorse for bad things that they've done. Some of them are just... They're just... Like, basically, none of them kind of deserve death. Mm -hmm. It's very... There, there's some a of them, few, like, downright evil ones. Yeah, but... Some of them are attacked and killed and turned into a vampire to then decide, I will not feed on people. Just there's, They've done oh. nothing possibly wrong. And then they just like, well, time to die. You're like, oh... Okay. That is weird. It's like there's no nuance. Like it's I'm cursed, so I have to kill myself. It became something like that. I think that's what they're going for, but but I think that's, that's the problem really when it comes to the theme of addiction. Yeah, what, yeah, like what, what like, said in with Brexit. Yeah. yeah, I have an addiction. If, if kill myself. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I got to assume it. that's not what they actually mean. But the problem is, yeah. it's like, well, if killing the addiction means destroying you, d like, is that? Is that meant to be, well, no, see, like, because the speech at the end, it's like, well, see, that there, there is no self, right? So you can get rid of that. It's like, yeah, but you are ceasing to exist, like, at that point. Like, the collective that you represents are, you is now gone. And yeah, that's, gone, yeah. that's the thing that you could have had if you balanced it a bit better, because now we've made it so that they became a vampire, they needed to die. Um, and is being a vampire giving into addiction, or is that just... I thought it was so we're not to just... being the vampire because you can become a vampire. I guess that plays into addiction where it, it might not be of your choice in a sense, but it's still kind of wonky in that regard. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, it'll be out whenever our recordings and stuff on it. It'll be a while. <laughs> we gotta do Bly first. Uh, but, like, I've not got a lot of passion for Midnight Mass. I think it was murdered in that last episode. Yeah. Um, because it was, yeah, all of the it vampire was... stuff, it just permeates back through all the older episodes where I know that if I rewatch them, I'm going to be frustrated about thinking about what kind of message they're trying to go for. And then knowing where all of the characters I was starting to like are going to end up. My god, man, I hate watching people I really enjoy just get randomly shot, and you're like, well, they're out. You're like, okay. Mm. No ending for their story, really. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, that's that. I suppose is, is that uh, we we. Yeah, that's 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 all I care to. It's all that's all that I care to really say, honestly. I think I've just I'm I'm just kind of over it in a in a way. As a uh, kind of going what a shame. Theo's in chat as well, and you just said like there's there's a lot of stuff throughout the show of how to healthily and unhealthily engage with like faith and religious institutions and how they can manipulate oh, the yeah, people or a huge religious angle you know, to this. Yeah. Yeah, and um I've seen different people say I, I checked fine. the subreddit saying like they loved it because of how anti religion the show is, and I honestly didn't get that myself. Uh yeah, I didn't get an anti religious vibe. Just don't be a it's 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 pretty basic stuff, really. It's just like don't be a religious zealot. It the show basically says like having faith in God and stuff doesn't make you a good person. Uh that seems to be the the message I got and that you can have like the crazy evil ones and then the the genuinely good people who are trying to do the best they can and they find a lot of you know path and and meaning through God and stuff which I'm fine with. I uh I I thought a lot of it was respectful and as we had with rags kept like pointing out different things that how they work with different like ceremonies oh, and stuff. Oh yeah, they and... do a really good job with the um cuz I used to be Catholic when I was young and they do a, a lot of work to make sure that a lot of the Catholic ceremonies and things are accurate with the terminology and the liturgical times of the year and stuff like that. So it was like like three... you could tell what's going to happen next by oh it's Ash Wednesday. That means that Lent is coming. Oh, okay, that's done. Okay, it's going to be Easter. Like, okay, you know, then you could you could tell. There, there, there were like three or four times where Rags would say a word, and then they would say it in the show. It was uncanny. Like, you'd be like, "Oh, this celebration is this, or this event is this." They're wearing this, and then the character in the show would say it. And we're like, <gasps> so um, yeah. The, as far as I know, they paid some decent respect to how everything works. They just also said that there are fucking crazy people out there who are also religious. And then there are ways to engage in faith that are really toxic and horrible and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was that was that that was part of the show that I, I really enjoyed was the characters, you know, some characters treating that differently, and how the priest who's or the monsignor who's a central character is a really likable guy, and he's a very, you know, he's very approachable, very down to earth, and I enjoy his. I guess we could talk about. I guess we could say it, it almost goes without saying because it's a Mike Flanagan production. But like the acting was across the board stellar. Yeah, there was some um, scenes that everyone was yeah. fantastic. To say we were silent would be an understatement. We were just staring and listening. Very impressive cast once again. So I don't know what's next. Uh, I don't know what the reviews will be over the next week or so as people watch it and finish it up. But my hopes are not high. Yeah, I'm, obviously know, we I'm, hope people uh, criticize it for how it folds back on itself, or it does this, that, the other. But like, I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of it was boring, which would be like, no, oh, oh well, <laughs> that's yeah. fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, is is that that? I suppose because the the thing is, we're probably not going to talk about Midnight Mass again, other than in passing. Nah. Um, yeah, it'll be in passing. Um, what's interesting is that by the time our recording of it comes out, it's possible that we. We've referred to by then the ending of Midnight Mass many, many, many times. And you'll, you'll, you'll see you us do it in real time. Yeah. That'd be weird for for an audience to know exactly how we feel about the show and then to watch it all happen when it first happened. <laughs> we were quiet most of it. It was only until the end that we were like, right, okay, yeah, we have things to say. Um, will you do a mini for Midnight Mass? Yes! But it won't be out for a long time. 
we got loads of other stuff coming. Like the Resident Evil arc, that's on the way. Did you guys see the trailer? I did, yeah. I liked that trailer, that was really cool. Wigamori, did you see the trailer? Not yet. Useless. Shad, did you see the trailer? <laughs> uh, yes, it was a triumph, and okay, I right, particularly liked the, the, the Resident Evil in the trailer, uh, and the reactions, that amazing. Um... Great. Also, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, uh, well, well, I've got the Mario stuff back on, so no more Midnight Mass spoilers, everybody, okay? Go check it out for yourselves. Have fun, hopefully. Uh, Alright, so I guess that brings us to the main event. <laughs> Is the reason why you all showed up? Yes. Wait, what was that, Shan? Let's watch the trailer. Let's watch the trailer. That, that's the main event, right? I mean, we, we could watch the trailer for, for EFAB. It's 11 minutes, though, so that's quite long, you know? Oh, 11 minutes? Yeah, that's quite Is long. Is it better than what we're going to watch, actually? Oh, I'm, I'm excited to watch whatever we're watching today. Oh, that's, that's a no from Freeny. Yeah, me too. That's a no from Rag. That's Sorry, a no guys. from me. That is a okay. no from me. I would like to carry on with our EFAP stuff. However, maybe we could end with that. We could wrap up with it, and we could uh, I am put the links in that. there. And it is also on Mueller, so... Because it is a really nice trailer. I'm I'm quite excited to see the Resident Evil EFAP movies come out. All right, all right, I'll watch it on my own time. But you know what this means, Mauler? I expect a, uh, I don't know what we call our arc, the historical... Isn't it, do we call it War Movies movie? arc, even though... War, war Movies, <laughs> yeah, War Movies arc. I expect a trailer for that, then. Oh, I'm waiting. Well, we, we've got to record another, is it... We're on nine? We've got to record another three? Oh my God. Oh, Don't we have like another twenty planned? No, no. We've got to record another three to complete this arc, and then we will start a new one, and we can all decide on exactly what we want it to be in. Because twelve movies means a year's arc, you know. Okay. Okay. One per month, and then we'll have them go in and record another twelve within the year, and it'll just be a constant arc. It'll be wonderful. So, uh, yeah, that's gonna be fun when that comes out too. Anyway, you know, we talked about Black Widow all those years ago. And uh, we never. It, was, it has been many years now. It's correct. Yes. Yeah. We never covered like any that. like videos talking about how great Black Widow was, and you know, mm -hmm. videos were made, guys. It's excellent. Videos were made about how good it is. And so you're thinking to yourselves, like, what? Why, why would they do that? Why would? Why would? Why would anyone do that? And you're like, because, because they're bad at their jobs. No, because Mahler. opinions are okay, rags. You racist. Jesus. Hitler was fine. Did Hitler like Black Widow? Hitler had opinions, and if all opinions are valid. About movies, rags, not about all things. Gosh, idiot. Um, well, I guess we can watch this watch together here. I've provided a link. On it. Well, you can jump right in. How very just, exciting. So it's, a, it's an old friend. Part one! It's an old friend of the channel. Cinema wins, everybody. Ugh. Part one! And they're going to tell us about all of the victories, cinematic victories in Black Widow. And yeah, he made two parts. That's how thorough two he had to parts. be. Yes. Yes. Wow! It wasn't because uh, it it like is better for the algorithm and thus we'll get him more clicks, views, and money and stuff. It's because he couldn't possibly fit thirty minutes into one video. It had to be fifteen apiece. That's how it works. Oh, that's yeah. fucking lame. I, I don't know about you, but technically it's illegal to have any videos longer than fifteen minutes. So I've heard. I mean, oh, yeah. oh. No I was gonna say this guy is this this guy is brevity is a soul of wit in the form of a person because like the movie is like two hours or some shit and he's he's managed to do this in just the thirty minutes that's way less than the movie, nice amazing it's it's okay Very as long impressive. as it's less than the runtime of the of the thing you're 
they're covering. Yeah, that's the important thing. Yeah, if it's one minute over, then it's then it's horrible. But if it's like you know thirty seconds under the runtime, then it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm hoping everyone has seen Black Widow in chat. You guys love that movie. I've I've heard. We are going to give a different perspective on it. We we think it's less good, like not great. It's one of the best MCU movies, of course, but it's just not you know it's, it's wibbly wobbly up there. Not true. That that accolade is reserved for Shang Chi. I wasn't even concluding that because that, that's the triumph movie. That's top tier. Like, yeah, of course. yeah. Well, well, I mean, Black Widow is a triumph of its own kind. Plus the first bad. first movie with uh, a female lead, which is pretty cool. That's right. Oh, She's the first. The first. I think it's the first movie female with a superhero. woman. In it. Yeah, I, I yeah. just woman flat. Uh, yeah, I agree. Isn't I it? Think, isn't isn't I Black Widow like the any... first woman? She might be the yeah, first woman. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. She might be the first woman. That's very true. I don't recall ever seeing one before Black Widow. Mm -hmm. And I will say, as the first woman, Scarlett Johansson, it's a, quite a start. <laughs> it's so a great you really start. set the <laughs> ladies. I just want to say the bar has been set really high. I don't know if a well, lot of I don't know if most of you can live up to that, but well, you know, I mean, do your best. Just, yeah, just to trying. play devil's advocate here, I have to say I don't think she has looked uh, as good as she did in Iron Man Two. Like that was her peak. Right That's because that was I, like uh, fucking eleven years ago. Okay, she's she's had yeah. I think she's had two kids since then or something. I'm not sure. So, so she's gone through a divorce. Oh, no, not even that. No, like, no, no, that means you know she's her hairstyle. No, even her hairstyle. Like, like she had the best hair hairstyle out of all the incarnations of Black Widow in the first Iron Man, and then they do some weird things. Like the I reckon the worst haircut she had was the one where she was in. Uh, uh, I think it was Winter Soldier. It was the flat one that was just straight wow. down the side. It's like, man, that, uh, that, that's a that hot style, take right there. Yeah, that style is not doing anything for you, Scar. I'm sorry. I, I, I like disagree. Wait, what's your favorite? Was your favorite one, Winter Soldier? Objectively for wrong. Um, I, I honestly, it could be, it could be a toss up between like, I think, I think for me, the toss up is Iron Man Two, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. I think that's the yeah. I, I really like her Iron Man two hair. I'm not a fan of either of the Avengers hair. It's just not the style. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I I think that Iron Man two was her best iteration, at least physically. Obviously, she gets better character moments later on, but I like the kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, the I mean, we're talking about the character. She's yeah. much yeah. better later on. Probably, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing Avengers is probably her best. Uh, I mean, she's really really good on point character in the uh, first Avengers. Both Avengers uh, movies do a lot of work for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier we as well is good for her too. Civil War. Yeah. Do, do we agree that the blonde Black Widow is the worst hair for her? Or... Mm. Do you mean the Elena? Or... Oh, oh, you're, oh the, you're talking about Infinity War. I thought that's what he meant too. The blonde Black Widow, yeah, she Elena. she was blonde there for a bit. And then she had, she had, there's that one time where she had like dark roots and then that went blonde halfway down. I forget what that was for. That was Endgame. That was yeah. Endgame. Endgame, okay. Well, not all of Endgame, but yeah. Um... What an interesting start to this conversation. <laughs> well, you know, all the comments Air. are going to be about how all we do is we objectify here and we talk about the best one must just be the one with, um, the, like, the one that's who's the prettiest. We objectify hair. Even though we literally just said that Iron Man 2, she's, like, not a character at all. <laughs> hey, she's the femme fatale. That's yeah, about well, yeah. it. Um, alrighty, well, you know what, let's, um, I, I guess, is everyone ready? I mean, anything else we should say? Just, just, we also learned that Fringy has terrible taste in hairstyles. Damn. Damn. Fringy, you gonna defend yourself, or are you just gonna leave that there? I, well, what does it matter? Who cares? <laughs> I care, Fringy. That's I, what I someone care. says when they know they're wrong. Oof. Oof. 
Yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll just yeah. we'll just continue. It's okay. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Fringy. Don't worry, Fringy. I still love you, but hairstyle, yeah. Hey, look. All right. I I just I just think it. I think I I think it's neat. That's all. A Please passionate defense. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Cinema Sins, what have you got for us? What'd you bring Let's do me? It. Let's see what's up. Everything great about Black Widow is sponsored by the Curiosity Stream Nebula Bundle. And if you want to see both part one and part two right now, go to the link in the description and sign up for Curiosity Stream and get Nebula for free. <laughs> well, we, we, we got them because we're in the future. <laughs> we didn't need no Curiosity Stream. Uh, everything great about Black Widow. Wow. No, just the like, just the normally the holy noises and then it's like yeah. no, this is like worship this movie. Yeah, that's the implication with with the upper with the what the hell? Like I no, that's what he no. The, the funny part is he does that for every single thing, but this one is so unsuitable because that title card plays behind the sound on top of the, the sound of the children screaming at the beginning of the film you remember yeah human trafficking so like this doesn't work at all watch that again that Children's is funny as fuck music my ear is uh, stock choir music <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah uh, I didn't were, notice the screaming <laughs> what were you thinking <laughs> you didn't have to use the audio thing. from the film you could have put any any no audio, yeah, just have the wire yeah, no, yeah. you know, thing So play. take the soundtrack, there would have been a beat in there you could have used, you just kept the children screaming. Why did you do that? You know, you can like, okay. I, I think it's a, is it you in, in Premiere where you just like, you ungroup the, the track from the, yeah, the music? You, and you yeah, just, we just click you. Yeah, yeah you just click and you and then, then, then control X the to make it go away. <laughs> Man. Which is so obviously what continue. you do instead of having screaming children over your choir music <laughs> in your intro. That's Before great. we continue, um, I just want to have a, I don't know, a, a macro kind of observation on the Cinema Wins style. I don't get to comment too much on him. And uh, and look, you know, of course, critiquing his videos, nothing against him personally. He's probably a really nice guy in person, stuff like that. I just, I find it interesting his, uh, his kind of approach to, uh, you know, um, uh, looking at, at films because... I can kind of get the the idea of trying to be positive about stuff, and you can you can still find good things in terrible films and and give it credit where it does good you know actual good things. But what Cinema Win seems to do is he really reaches and he picks bizarre. He is a mega reacher. Just, he's just like Cinema yeah, Sins. He's just like, the reverse. Yeah, it's he's, like it's like compensation. It's like it's like he feels like there's too much negativity, so he just overcompensates positivity. And which I is there's that. something that grabs that. It's called toxic positivity. It's when you pretend yeah. that everything's awesome when it it's is. Called being wrong. <laughs> well, I I I just prefer to think of it as like, you know, there are things that aren't like good, right? And that's that's fine. Like it's not it, like it it actually shouldn't up because it it feels like um. It feels like we're going very roundabout for just, you know, like, you don't have to listen to people when they say that they hate it and that it sucks. Like, you can just go into your own little bubble and then and then watch it and enjoy it and have fun. And you can totally do that. And you don't have to make videos where, like, you, you kind of just make these really bizarre points to defend something. It's okay to like things. Well, no, nobody's coming to, I, I, nobody's coming to see I would feeling. have... 
Yeah, and I'd have no issue PR. with someone who who wants to approach things and look for the legitimately good elements of even even in terrible films. And so, if he points out legitimately good parts of Black Widow, I'm sure would have no objection at all. It's just when he points out things that are wrong or just reaches and just bizarre things like. That's that's rather odd. I, I guess, guess, a safe place guess, to start for all these is usually the acting for these sorts of movies. You're like the acting's probably going to be yeah, something you can praise. Mm-hmm. Um, cinematography might be something. Uh, soundtrack might be something. Story's yeah. going to get tough to praise because, like Black Widow, especially this is a movie mm-hmm. where basically everything falls apart. Um, but, but I, I understand like the, this... the the idea of you. Maybe we could try. I, I've done it for TFA. Those TFA videos, like, there's lots of sections about the things I thought that JJ did well, especially in uh, when Ray is first introduced. There's like a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Like at the end of your actually at the end of your Black Widow video, I actually it kind of flew over my head. But that after credit scene with the the whistling, I was like, oh shit, that was really good. Too bad it wasn't a terrible movie. But the the call back to the whistling I, at the end where it's over the grave. That's like, that was really well done, actually. I th- I felt something, actually, myself. Yeah. Um, I saw in the live chat when that was premiering, a lot of people saying cringe, lame, like, uh, about that. I was like, so, like, having this whistle where it, the, the, they go, I think it's like a one tone and then two tones from, um, like, um, yeah, Natasha. Like and, you know, they do it to each other as kids, they do it to each other as adults, and then you only hear the half of it at the gravesite because it's you know it's only Yelena's half left and I was like that's kind of huh kind of sad the movie sucks <laughs> but like it's you know I think that's worth yeah. you could yeah. probably compliment that little yeah. good things can be in bad movies people yep yeah, and but I guess also... the, I guess the problem is though is that this attitude doesn't exactly foster any desire to improve at your craft but, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, if it's all good, if our, if all art art is of equal value, and there's it's all just great, then uh, what an admission what you, of horrific. Well, yeah, because well, I think that's the problem. Is it's like a lot of people. It's it's a really great example of cognitive dissonance where you like you you will accept that you need to practice writing to get good at writing. You will accept that you need to read books on writing to learn about writing. You accept authorities like, on writing as well. Try to, yeah, and, and that there are these rules that you have to follow, but all that matters is expression, and it doesn't really matter, like, how it turns out. You've expressed yourself, and you've done that, and so it's all, it's all, it's all great and good. It's weird. It's kind of this bizarre state of, like, I recognize that, that there is some level of this works and this doesn't, and that there's a way to improve, but also everything that everybody does has, like, value that is somewhat equivalent um and 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 there is no such thing as like good or bad uh when it comes to story weird and so and i i think that it can directly in, uh, influence better movies like uh i after your whole uh, dc arc uh, um we saw a, a, an extreme extremely valid uh, um example of that between man of steel and batman versus superman i mean batman versus superman still has a ton of problems but i think the fact that they were that people responded so drastically about the uh just the collateral damage and and the destruction in the first film and that became basically the inciting incident of the of man uh batman versus superman where batman was directly the effect of superman's carnage and that actually made for a a much more interesting film than if they just had came with something else they actually Mm -hmm. respond you know criticism inspired a new story so i I think that's that was pretty cool actually to see that that uh that responsiveness from, uh, you know, audience critique. 
I think you've raised something that's interesting that's kind of like an important caveat is you can always ignore people's criticism. Like, they might yeah. be wrong. They, they might actually just be totally wrong and what, what you did works and their criticism is bad. Um, criticism can be bad. Oh, yeah. Like, it can just be wrong or the priorities are off or it's just something they didn't like and they can't really substantiate it with something that's in the film. Well, clearly um, even Zack was like, oh yeah, there should be a lot of people dying, actually, in that opening. Oh well, yeah, that... Well, yeah, that's that's the thing, right? If a lot of people are responding a certain way, then something's happening there that's probably worth thinking about. Um, but like, criticism can be super valuable. I I don't I don't like the idea of just saying, well, no, it's like criticism is bad. You know, having positive opinions is cool, but if you have negative opinions, you're opinionated, you're an asshole, you're a prick. Let people Again, like things, but it always comes back to the. Like, it's good that it happened so early, I guess, in this whole the the EFAPS history and stuff. But that conversation was just right, where a point of praise was the um that Holdo had good reason not to tell Poe the plan. And when you like discuss it down to the nuts and bolts, and you finally get him in a position where he's like, "Oh, actually, yeah, that didn't make sense." It's like, so now that it, it was a point of praise, now that the references aren't the same as you thought they were, what is it? Is it a point of mm -hmm. uh, flaw? And and you you can see like the the dot 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 like mm. and um I feel the same way for someone like Cinema Sins if if he were in the call and whatever he's gonna say in this video I'm sh I'm sure he's gonna praise a piece of the writing in some way that will lack a key piece of, of information that will shatter that through line and I just wonder how he'd reconcile it and is it as simple as oh you don't like ignore that part that's yeah. That's, well, I, and and at that point, it's like if I have to ignore components of the story to like the story, then maybe there's a problem here. And at that but point, so, everything is on the same yeah. level because you can just take whatever you want from anything. It doesn't matter right. what's actually there. Course, you can take whatever you want from any story. That's that's totally fine. Um, because of course, whatever you get out of a story, up to you. And and there are certain stories that can have something that means more to you because of history or anything like that. That's totally fine. Um. But then you make a video called "Everything Great About Black Widow," you know, <laughs> part one, that's, even that's, that's, children that's screaming plane. at the beginning. Oh, it, it's it's just a different plane. There's, a, I remember YMS said something along. The, I I just remember it because it's like, yeah, it's kind of epitomizes it. Um, it was something like if if you know you you don't like that piece of criticism, then like maybe or or something like you should change your response from "No, this movie is actually really good." To well, I liked it. It's like there is a difference between these two statements. Um, I yeah. think everybody can appreciate that there's a difference between the two statements. Like, how many times have you had a conversation where someone says, I know it's not good, but I like it? Like, people people are absolutely aware of that, of like, yeah, it has merit, but... When you say like, oh, oh. something you like versus something is good, it feels like the difference between saying something I see and something we see. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa you just included yeah. me now. I don't, I don't agree. I guess, I think that yeah, maybe. I think that as uh, YouTube creators, uh, we, we could all agree that have we not gotten uh, criticism and any critical comments over the past however many years we've been doing all this, we would have been worse off. Like I've, I've definitely improved due to some very, very harsh criticism I've gotten over the years, um, whether it's like, you know, audio quality or editing or not making something clear enough or having, you know, jarring, uh, you know, audio cues or something like that, or just you know, writing or noticing mistakes. I've, I've definitely improved because of some criticism. Some criticism is just like trash and I throw it, throw it away, but other criticism, uh -huh. if it has a grain of truth, it, I definitely take it to heart and try to improve next time. Identifying the difference between those two is also difficult sometimes because, uh, yeah. yeah. 
I've gotten I've gotten criticism before that's like 99% bullshit, but that 1% is like, oh God, he's kind of right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And those are the worst. Yeah. Those are the those are so painful. But at the same time, you just you just gotta kind of okay, well, I'll do better next time. You know. Well, it's the whole thing of is it detrimental to you? Like if, if somebody very harshly says something that's true, you are detrimenting yourself if you are like, well, you were harsh, so go away. I'm not listening to that, especially if you recognize it to be true. Yeah. You benefit from taking advice that is correct, even if it's harsh, and then improving the work. Like that's beneficial. Um, I guess it would be preferable if everybody was nicer about it, but I don't know. We're humans. We're emotional and stupid. Well, as you, yeah. you, you know, you just said it would be preferable if everyone was nice about it. I think that just explains the origin of this channel, like um, the Cinema Wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, isn't it nice when people are positive? And it's just like I feel like, it's like no, <sighs> it, it should be nice when pe- people can just be honest and nice. That's entirely possible. Um, and I don't. Well, I don't this know. is this is the interesting yeah. point about this because some people take any type of criticism, regardless of how it's delivered, even if it's delivered constructively in good faith, as meanness. That's just Mm. cruelty in pointing out the negative things in my work and stuff. Because, uh, yeah, people can get super defensive, especially about, you know, their own works and stuff. At that point, it's like, why are you sharing it with me? You just want me to say (laughs) that it's great, awesome, good job, fantastic, (laughs) good for you. Or do you actually care what I think? Um, Because it it actually is more of an indictment on you if in response to criticism you get really pissed off. Like, then it is to just be like, yeah, okay, that's, that's, I'll take that into account. And of course you can disregard it because it might just be shit criticism. Power is in your hands, all right? How you respond to criticism is more important than how the criticism is delivered to you. This is true, but l- let's expand a little bit on it because sure. there's some more nuance to this discussion that I think is worth um, acknowledging. Uh, when I was young, I wanted to be a comic book artist and I uh, would uh, draw all the time. That was like my thing. If I, you saw me in school sitting at a desk, I was drawing. Like when I was supposed no. to be doing work in school, I was drawing. Yeah, and I yeah, was I drawing relate. superheroes. And, and I'm a storyteller. I'm an author now, right? But the way I express my stories when I was younger is I would draw them instead of write them because I was actually really bad at English um, and so I didn't read a lot but so I would draw and I, I actually started to get pretty good but I mean compared to a professional when I was young there was a large difference I eventually got to a professional standard but okay so when I was uh, uh, trying to get better at drawing I actually put a lot of my own self-worth in my this talent this is like uh, it was a large identifying feature about who I was uh, being young I took criticism of my art very personally and uh, and I would get really, really depressed when people pointed out the legitimate flaws. And I think it was because I kind of knew the flaws. I was always comparing my artwork to the comic books I was reading and I could see the difference. And so no one really needed to point it out for me to be able to know that I still have a long way to go. But praise of my work, even though it was still very imperfect, was the biggest motivational boost for me that that would get me enthused it would get me to want to you know draw more and get better at it uh but when people would just be an a-hole well this is the thing that like because i would perceive criticism as beingness because i was young and immature that was my own failing but that was the reality of how i responded um and so where sometimes when people pointed out um uh, flaws in my work that would depress me and it would have the negative effect on me getting better at it because it would make me not want to do it. Um, 
And so it's a difficult balance because where I was, I was too immature to be able to take criticism properly. Again, that was my own failing because I was young, but it kind of depends on uh, what you want to achieve when you're trying to give feedback and also who you're dealing with as well. Like, for instance, professional YouTube creators, I think, should be mature enough to be able to take some constructive criticism because they're professionals. Um, and this is very different to, say, a young person trying to make YouTube videos and stuff like that. Because I see, like, I see um, young people trying to make videos. My nephew is actually one of them. And when he tries to make something, I'm not going to hold him to the same standard as, say, I would with uh, a vid video from a YouTuber who does this professionally and say, this is garbage. I'd say, no, nah, you got you're showing some really good um, uh, effort here. Uh, I could see some really great promise in what you're doing here and there. And uh, it's a completely different mindset of approach where... This person I know is wanting to achieve something. They need encouragement, so I'm going to focus on things that they're doing great, you know, well, things that I can build up on and build positivity. And so it's just, I think it's, a, it's an interesting discussion to look at both sides, I guess, of the, of the criticism tree, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I guess uh, the, have you seen Whiplash? Coin? You mean like both sides of the criticism coin? Yeah, coin. I think I was going for that one. Because um, trees yeah, have, yeah. I guess, a tree has two multiple. sides. Yeah, but like they you split down the middle, branches. like an outside and an inside, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, have you seen Whiplash Shad? Out of curiosity. No, you talk, is that a so, movie? Is it? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So that's that's a really great movie, and and it's there. There is a yeah, there is a part Whiplash of that good. film that is about the idea of um. The film is basically kind of about what does it take to be basically the best at any particular creative skill, and um, one of the characters. Okay. I don't want to. I've seen too much ads food. about this. Yeah, I've seen a trailer for this film. You want to be the well best up. drummer in the world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one. So yeah. I, I don't want to spoil too much. There's there is a character who has a perspective on what it takes to basically create um, the best player in the world, and he always refers to Charlie Parker as a jazz uh, player. And he got a symbol thrown at his head when he performed um, with a with a group. Uh, like it didn't hit him, but he got a symbol thrown at him. Um, and and then he came back later on and and basically became like one of the greatest jazz players ever. And the logic that he had is that there is no that that somebody like that could never be discouraged, no matter how harsh the criticism is. That's an interesting thought. But there probably are a lot of people who could be really great who would actually be discouraged from incredibly negative, Definitely. scathing yeah. criticism. And so, yeah, I would be inclined to agree that um, not everybody is going to... The same approach is not going to work with everybody. Um, you can't be harsh with certain people who could be incredibly talented, who could be discouraged um, by being harshly berated. Yeah, I, I have... think tact is very important. When it comes to uh, criticism, tact is important. It's just also to be uh, important to be clear uh, on your on yeah. your criticism and not just label it as crap. Like that doesn't help anybody. Just say, yeah. okay, your audio levels are wrong. Um, the section isn't clear. And, you know, the visuals in this part of the video don't correspond to what you're talking about. Things like that you can work with, or saying like, oh, your voiceover doesn't have any gaps between it, so everything's a run-on sentence. Things like that can be are like pretty objective and pretty useful um when you go into when you uh get more esoteric like you know i wasn't i wasn't feeling a theme to this story it's just like you know okay 
we're supposed to do with that. But I actually have two stories, one about myself, one about a colleague. I'll try to be quick because I know we're barely past the title card here. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I have done a lot of music since I was a teenager, I like electronic music and stuff like that. I've never done anything professionally, but um, I, I took it around, did some loops and stuff. Didn't really learn music theory, which is probably my biggest problem. But um, everybody I showed me music to, people would like say, you know, friends and family was like, wow, it's really cool. I like it, you know, so-and-so. And people would actually ask for it. I'm like, oh, that's neat. And one time, I was in a car with this with a, a work colleague and I just without telling them anything we we're just driving and I put my music CD into the the music player and they're like what is this crap and I'm like oh interesting uh, because they, they they weren't they were they if I would have said hey this is the music I made they probably would have had a completely different response yeah but you know had a, having no context I got their honest opinion I'm like oh interesting okay that kind of hurts but at least I got their honest opinion on it you but, need someone um, like that. You need someone yeah, who's willing to tell absolutely. you the, the, the truth. And and it's really interesting. I, I have a, a very, like a polar opposite example. Um, there was a local um, singer in my area that I'm kind of friends, colleagues with. Aren't whatever. all local, sing local singers in your area? <laughs> yeah, local singles are in your area too, by the way. Right? Local singles. Well, yeah, they, they know about all the iPads you won. And so they want to get in on yeah. some of that action. <laughs> exactly. Um, but interestingly enough she was like uh she would like do local music at like the local uh i keep on saying local the local um uh, church and stuff like that and of course you you have a captive audience there you know they're you're gonna, they're all gonna clap they're all gonna cheer and she it kind of went to her head and then she went on tour and it failed so she didn't i think she some actual criticism or some guidance or at least constructive criticism would have helped her because i think she got the miss the kind of warped idea that she was you know incredible and everybody wanted to hear her and she did a tour and that didn't quite work out that well not to say she was necessarily bad but had she had a more critical eye like a, a music producer go over her work and say oh yeah you know you actually need to do this or this is not going to stand out or what people really want to hear is this you know for better or worse that she probably would have done better on tour but because she listened to an exceptionally uncritical and positive audience. She kind of went to her head and she was like, oh, well, I, I can be, I can become a rock star. And I, so, you know, criticism can be harsh for sure. And it can actually be quite, uh, like uh, Shad said, quite uh, unmotivating, you know, demotivating in fact. But at the same time, if you don't get that criticism, you may completely uh, have a warped idea of how good your work actually is. I, feel, oh, I, I totally feel like agree. You're... Totally agree. In fact, I, sorry, Fring, I, I have an experience that, that mirrors right into that because you know how I was saying I want to be a good artist. Well, eventually, a professional cartoonist moved into my congregation in the church where I attended. So as a member of the same faith and uh, and he was a professional uh, cartoonist. His art was just amazing. And seeing him work, how fast he could draw was crazy. And like he um, had these Conan panels that he did for um, uh, for. Well, he didn't do it professionally because they were the submission panels. So he drew these Conan, you know, um, full page comic book, you know, pages to submit to marvel to uh, get hired on conan and they offered him a job but he turned it down because they didn't offer him conan and he specifically wanted to conan they're amazing and so i remember showing him some of my work right about these superheroes i'd created and i was saying all the high big dreams i was like i want to send it to stan lee and get make comic books of him and stuff and uh, and I, his response right i remember it he was like now i don't want to upset you 
but you really do need to understand that if you send this in, it's not going to get accepted. Mm. Well, <laughs> and that was like a, a, a stab to the heart, right? But he yeah, was man. so true. It was absolutely true because my drawing wasn't even half as good as it needed to be uh, to be accepted because there is a professional standard that people are accepting. And as hard as it is to hear, even the big wide-eyed dreamers need to know where they're at before they try and jump into something that they're not ready for. Well, um, you got to uh, you got to get past that Dunning Kruger part. You got to. I, I yeah. feel like Dunning Kruger is so true because there, it's happened to me so many times. Um, you should probably explain to thought, the people at home what the Dunning Kruger effect is. So the Dunning Kruger effect is essentially the idea that whenever you start upon anything, but specifically like a creative skill, when you start. You have an incredibly high level of confidence, but your skills are shit. Um, and and you you are, uh... you are so you are so confident, like you are so very confident in your ability to do this. But then, and the reason why you're so confident is because you, you kind of don't know what good is yet. And then you know you start figuring it out when you learn a little bit more about the craft, and your confidence, poor, just craters. It goes down. It's it's a it's a steep drop. And um, it's it's this point where I think a lot of people quit, um, and then eventually you start to. That's not it. How is that not it? It's similar. Um, it isn't that you can go more broad with yeah. it. Essentially, the less you know about something, uh, it, think of it as a spectrum in terms of those who don't know yeah. much about a topic think they know a whole lot more than they do. And the people who actually do know a lot about a topic are also confident in how much they know. And people who are kind of in the middle are generally the most accurate about how much they really know about something. It's it's like the lower the lower skill you have, or the more less knowledge you have, the more es the higher estimation of your knowledge and skill you have, basically. So the, the more you know about a topic, the more accurate your estimation of skill is. You tend to yeah, have an inflated estimation yeah, was, of skill. Was, yeah. Yeah, you're pretty basically. accurate. Yeah. Like I have, I have a, I have a great example of that. I almost quit YouTube within my first three, few months because my first scripted video I did, I did a, a, a Doom uh, retrospective, and I spent like weeks and weeks on it. I, it was like a ten minute video. Oh my god, it was like Jesus, so long. And uh, I, I got it up, and I was really proud of it. And then I searched for my video, and then I found uh, a Hoy's video on Doom, which was an hour long, and looked like a movie documentary. <laughs> His video on Doom, was and I was awesome. like. It's incredible. Yeah. And I was like, I can never do this. So I thought that like, well, I'm useless. I should just quit right now. But luckily, instead of what I did is I was like, okay, let me try to improve. And I don't think I'm as good as Ahoy at, even today, but I've significantly improved since 2016. That's for sure. So you can take it one or two ways. You can look at like, oh man, I'll never be that good. Or you can look at it as like, hey, maybe I can try to improve. Why is this so good? What, what techniques does Ahoy use? That you know, I don't want to necessarily want to rip him off, but I could, I could see. Okay, his pacing. He he'll have like meaningful silence. He'll have meaningful, you know, interruptions where he does, you know, a musical cue. He'll time his cuts to the music, and so all these things I took to heart, and eventually I got a lot better. And and I probably wouldn't have had Ahoy not existed. Um, so just just on this note, then, just of course, I read it off. This is also the big danger about uh, self-publishing because uh, there is a lot of people who are self-publishing work that is really not up the level that you would ideally want when you're publishing 
anything. Um, and it's a difficult thing to actually figure out where you are as a writer if you're at the level adequate enough to be considered a professional. And one of the uh, points of advice I have for people about trying to figure out if your writing is up to standard and quality is uh, I have a whole video on it, so people can just watch that video. It's about um, when you're continually trying to learn the craft and you get to a point when you review your past works that you're not finding nearly as many problems as you were before is one. But the other way is uh, still, even if you can uh, intending to self-publish, and this is actually what I was doing, still submit your work to literary agents and publishers. And as soon as they start to show interest and ask for more samples, that's a clear sign that you're writing at a professional standard because no literary agent worth their salt is going to ask for any additional um, samples of your work or the whole manuscript unless the sample you sent them was at a professional standard. They do not even look twice at things that have just, you know, low sub quality subpar standard. And as soon as you start to get, you know, interests and feed and people wanting to see more, that's a good sign for you to say, okay, I might be somewhere with my writing now, and that can give you a bit more confidence to go at, or down the self-publishing route because it's wrong to say you should never self-publish. I self-published and have seen incredible results, um, and uh, and people have offered to represent me, you know, professionally. But now I say no because I can do a better job for myself doing it my my own on self-publishing, and so. Uh, it is a danger though, because I have seen come across people like, all right, I got this book, I'm ready, and I want to self-publish it. I'm like, okay, have you really looked at it? Have you really gotten it properly, you know, reviewed? And because one of the worst things that you'll do is put something out there, publish your first work, and it being terrible, because that's a mark on you as your, you know, professional writing standard that's there forever. And it's like, oof, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got this image up on screen that probably represents what the point of the Dunning-Kruger effect is pretty well. Um, you you start out with a little understanding and hyper-confidence, then you hit that valley where you're like, oh man, this is so much more complicated, I'm actually pretty sure of it, and then you start climbing back up. But uh, I mean, funnily enough, the different graphs have different points to make in terms of where you end up at the end. A lot of the time, the idea is that even once you're, like, basically the best in your craft, you'll never be quite as confident as you were when you started, because you, you're kind of more aware that there's still probably stuff that you could be better at. This, I think this, it's just a thing of you, you start really overconfident. Like, even the best doctors in the world will probably suggest, hey, get a second opinion. Somebody else well, might I, have more experience in a specific field than I do, you know? They must be just less definitive on things because they know more yeah. about the caveats and like, hmm, actually, well, that's not quite the case. Hmm, well, you know, there's always that argument. But the idea is you just got to push through that valley of, like, doubt. This is kind of the approach with a Dark Souls boss. Uh, oftentimes, the first, like, the first couple <laughs> tries are your best ones, and then you slip into many bad ones, and you're like, I'm never going to do it. And then you start really learning, and then you do it, and you're like, oof, yeah. that was tough. It's, it's just the thing of, as you learn, it becomes more daunting, but then as you keep doing it, you'll get better. You just get back up, you get through that, that back to that uh, kind of peak. Kind of peak. Not, not ever quite as high as it was at the beginning, I don't think. Well then, should we carry on with the video? Yeah. yeah, I think that was just a very elaborate way of saying we feel a lot of these film essayists should... Uh, 
I don't know, get their stuff reviewed before they put it out there. <laughs> so they all, always think that their feelings on a film are absolutely valid because that's just. I was going to say that know, part of the problem with that good. is that they feel I've had people I've talked to in the past, YouTubers who have been like, I do not want anyone's opinion on this movie before I complete my whole video and release it, like not even get it proofed. Because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's so I'm not, important. I'm not of that mind. It's so important to capture those initial human reaction as if this 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 golden egg that cannot be touched whatsoever and it needs to be captured and by the way i'm totally on board with the idea that like it's fun to compare at least with initial reactions to like uh later on reactions but the idea that like i couldn't possibly show you my video because it would taint it you're like okay <laughs> that's weird <laughs> That is so bizarre. That's like writing a draft and never getting it reviewed or revised at all and just publishing. I would tell them. That's like, that's like awful. I would tell them I'm the opposite. Um, when I finish watching a movie that I have things to say on, I want someone to talk to about it, not a mirror. <laughs> I'd be like, hmm, what did you think? Well, you know, these are the problems. I'd be like, did anyone else notice how stupid this thing was? And then, you know, if two people like yes and two people like no, I'd be like, ooh, here we go. I, I would think that your initial uh, experience of some media would could definitely be tampered with if you watched a review and are already have a label of this is a bad movie or this is a great movie. I think that could definitely alter your opinion of it. But once you've kind of like experienced it on your own, I, I, I definitely find value in seeing others people, other people's uh, viewpoints on it because there's something you could completely miss that somebody else might have noticed. Yeah, I, I just uh, I feel like the work gets improved when you have more eyes and more uh, minds on it, at, at least in terms of input for you, because yeah. uh, you'll never know what kind of stuff they can come up with that makes you go, oh shit, that's true, I didn't even see that, that's or your, something like that. That's your unknown, unknown. Well, right? uh, absolutely. I mean, this is why when you write <laughs> like a book, you not only do you review it several times, but you get an editor to go through it, and then you get beta readers to go through it all, and you're always getting feedback on every single level because oh, figuring out like if things work, because when you're writing something, to figure out pacing can be a very instinctive thing, but you're going off your own perception and you need to try and find out, okay, that's how you feel it's either flowing or you hope audiences react this way to how you've written it, but you're not going to know that until you test it out with a, you know, a sample group. And sometimes the response is very different to your intention or what you, what you expected. Uh, well, so it's, <laughs> here's something to think about though. People bemoan test screening and bringing people in what, what's it called with video games when they bring people in to like play it play testers play testers yeah that's right um people criticize that because that's yielded bad results sometimes um i i guess it's just interesting to think about um at what oh. point do you do you when you bring other people in to take a look at it it's like well who's whose perspectives are you seeking out matters a well, lot I on that note, Fringy, it actually relates to a point you rose previously, is uh, you have to know enough about the craft to be able to point out good criticism and feedback and bad criticism so you know, when it's just incorrect. Like, I've had people try and say, this is really bad, or like, it was actually one of the beta readers for my novel, and they tried to point out something that wasn't working, and they were objectively wrong. They were not understanding the character at all, and if I had followed what they were trying to say, it would have ruined the book. And it was 
the other part is what they were saying was in direct contradiction to something that heaps of other the beta readers were praising very, you know, like quite a lot in the book. And so, it, yeah, you have to be able to be aware enough of the craft to be able to figure out, uh -huh, sorry, you're wrong at times. Yeah, I mean, even if you conclude that you shouldn't take it or should take it, at least give them a listen, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, uh, you just got to be discerning, that's all. Which, um, interesting. go ahead. No, I was just going to point out, uh, there's a, there's another layer to it too, where even if the, uh, observed flaws are incorrect, you could also fault the creator for not making it clear enough that that, that that's the case. So like there are sometimes very obscure references that clue you in on something that, uh, say a lot of people, even the majority of people watching a movie might not notice. And so you could well say objectively that isn't a flaw because it is explained here. Maybe it's so obscure or it's so cryptic and maybe intentionally so that, you know, a lot of people can't pick up on it. And so you could even criticize, Hey, well, although you do explain it here, it went over most people's heads. And so you could even count that as a flaw. If you're trying to get it across to the majority of people, maybe you made it too subtle or maybe you didn't make it clear enough. Lots of tough details to, to sort out, but I mean, it's funny, we're, we're talking about stuff where it can get really complicated as to whether or not, is it a flaw, is it a misunderstanding, is it blah blah blah, but I'm stuck all the way back at like, they'll make a major mistake and won't see it because they didn't show anybody. And they didn't, for example, Wonder Woman 84 just has a rape scene in it, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> shit. Because you know for a fact that she would have uh, not done that if she could go back. Oh yeah, yeah. she wouldn't have done that. I like, that, that one still baffles me, I can't believe it went through all the stages and no one like I, 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 did someone raise it and they just said now nah, we disagree or it's fine i don't that could have happened i'm assuming oh. that everybody just sort of went with it and if there were ever any thoughts about it they were like nah i'm it's fine i think it's fine and you know what we were we were struggling on the rules when we were watching it in real time we were like wait is it is it this is it this is it that? like how exactly and i wonder if people on set were like that they were like oh, this all makes sense in post i don't even know what's happening really i think it's chris pine she's having sex with it's fine it's all the individual scenes are so you know could like self-contained when they're doing the filming that they're not paying attention to the larger implications of what's happening yeah yeah, you know, I like, think uh, the writers at least, gosh. Oh. You'd think someone on the Tross script stuff would have been like, the enemies don't know how to look up? That seems stupid, right? <laughs> uh, also, they probably filmed several versions of the different scenes with different lines. Yeah. Like, they could have had a whole version that we don't know about that um, she was actually, like, he wasn't inhabiting someone else's body, but, you know. Yeah, no, it could, could have been there was a version where it was just Chris Pine came back and that was that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could change that in editing practically. Like, it's such a there's only a couple visual cues. You could probably could have fixed that in and editing. One ADR line, you'd be fine. Yeah, I I, just, I really want to see like if if you've seen the the skit by Whitest Kids, you know about the Grapist. I really want to see like a a version of that with uh, Patty Jenkins like showing the showing the movie to like a focus group and they're like, hey, isn't that kind of rapey? It's like, no, no, no. you're sick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> reaction like you would have to be so sick to think that's right of course it's not be gold alrighty then let's see what his first point is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Location cards are giving me Civil War feels, which makes perfect sense since we're about to jump to right after the events of that movie. I get, Wait, it I, reminds you of it's like Civil War, so that's a I, win? I, I, you know, yeah, I, I can word it better. Yeah. I think this is a, a minor win for the film that they kept the locations consistent when this film takes place inside Civil War. So it's like, I guess it's nice that you remain consistent with how they do the location descriptions in Civil War because your film is in Civil War, but um, I don't know that that's much of a compliment. Is that a compliment to Civil War more than it is to this film? I, well, the compliment comes to this film for just maintaining that consistent sort of approach. Yeah, it's nice, I guess. Like I, mean, I said, I it's, a little... it's a nano it's compliment to the film, but okay, that's fine. I mean, it could, could have been literally the editor was like, uh, what, what kind of, you know, title card should I do for this location? I'll just copy and paste the After Effects project I had from the other time. Okay, cool. Done. You know, like... it could have been as simple as that, actually. It's like the two towers using the same uh, font as Fellowship and Return of the King. You're like, oh, that's yeah. good. They use the same font. Well, this so the, this is the thing. That's to fine. be fair, Black Widow could have not done this, and I wouldn't have considered it a flaw. I'd have just been like, okay, do whatever you want. You're your own movie. Um, yeah, I wouldn't consider it the win. So that's that's like, kind of why I'm saying it's like it's like a thing. nano win. It's like it's it's more yeah, neutral, it's like, but it's fine. Yeah. Nice yeah, it doesn't seem thing. like a win. Yeah. I like that he, he, the specific praise he gives this is that it makes perfect sense. I'm like, hmm, how much in this movie makes perfect sense? They just because it, 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 the implication, obviously, we talked about this before, but just the so things not making sense would be bad, right? Cinema sense wins. Sorry, um, Jovovich isn't a bad doppelganger for Scarlet. Wow, have oh, she sort of looks like a young Mila Jovovich. Kinda, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, get. Is that good I, I, or is that? It's just my subjective reaction. I couldn't tell who was the, to right after... the young Scarlet. Jones I had to ask when I first watched yeah. it yeah. for the events of that movie. Um, um I, I wasn't, no, that, especially because they gave it like yeah. what looks like blue hair. Blue. brown hair dyed blue. Like, isn't yeah, she supposed yeah. to have like red hair? Yeah, yeah. the easiest yeah. way to have done it is to have young Scar Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, <laughs> red hair. It's like Scarlet Widow. Wh why blue? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I completely I, agree with you. It threw me know, off a little bit at the beginning. She's I was not like, like the, she's not so, like other girls. Yeah, I, my my ability to figure it out was even further off, and I don't know if this is just a thing with me. Like because I didn't know that the one in the um, shirt with the yellow sleeves was young Black Widow, uh, I couldn't tell that that was supposed to be the character. I then couldn't even tell if the the young person was a boy or girl <laughs> like i was like that it was nothing signifying it too easily for me so i was a little confused at the beginning yeah i mean and, and it got cleared up as, as time went on but like i, I don't know that mm -hmm. i would compliment the casting or the, the way they represent the character for the ease of the audience uh, yeah i, I think no, it was unnecessarily yeah. distracting to have the blue hair like it, it may be may seem kind of like just cheating but a red-haired girl you're like okay i know who it is you could also do it another way which if you i found the first act pretty tedious uh it's a it's a weird way to, way to start out what is essentially an action movie to have like a couple of kids playing in the playground but i think it would have been interesting to see to start out with modern black widow and then maybe she looks at you know something happens and you look into her eye and then it, then that it, it cuts to the same exact position with the little girl so we know exactly who it is you could do blue hair or whatever, but it, as long as you kind of introduce the character, 
you know, and, and then it like cuts to that could. exact, you know, I framing or something. That's one idea. What they wanted to do, from what I could tell, was give us this wonderful classic American suburban family life, and then it all comes crashing down, and this is what she always wanted back. Yeah, I can see that. She Just, wanted her blue hair back. That was That's what it was all about. But also, like the it, it honestly might even be something as as like this is her purity and like blue purity, and then she becomes something red and dangerous and and dark or something. Blue purity. Uh, I don't know. Like that was col- a thing. Color association. Like you ever notice that like banks quite often have green carpet. Green kind of like represents finance. For money. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I didn't blue, know. Blue, I thought white was purity. White could be purity. Blue is usually like calming, something good. You know, water is blue, for example. You need water to survive. Red is like danger, attention. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm reaching here. But I, I, you could see something like that where she seems like kind of free, blue, safe, you know, calm, red, danger, uh, death, blood. I mean, there like were people highlighting like, Delicious did meat. kids even dye their hair blue then? It's like, okay, I mean, yeah. it was probably... It was yeah. odd to see. It, yes. it was really strange to see. Not nearly as common back then. I knew a couple of people with yeah. dyed hair, but not so many people with blue hair now. In the 90s, yeah. Yeah, in the so 90s. They'd be like, wow, so you look like a clown, like they do today. I mean, I what? Mean, this, <laughs> this made me even question if um, uh, um, uh, Black Widow was a natural redhead. Yeah, like, same. That's, that's what I was saying. Black Widow. I was like, I thought there was there was genuinely a thought in my head. I was like, "Oh, are you telling me that she's been dyeing her hair red because she likes to dye her hair in general?" Yeah. And then I was like, "No, because the idea is the the red roots come out when she's not dyeing her hair anymore." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm confused." And in fairness, your hair color can change as you get older, like your natural hair color. Uh, obviously, w- when it goes to gray, but I, I mean, like literally, like my sister went from like a really bright blonde to a really dark blonde the older she got. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe they're saying that she went redder as she got older. Because those roots don't look that red, you know? Maybe she was no, like Rolla and she was born with blue hair. Once again, they're talking about Black Widow's hair in this video. <laughs> they have nothing substantive to say. Just had an hour of the matter of criticism. <laughs> they just want to hate. They just want to hate women by focusing on their physical appearance and making well, fun of it. It's funny you bring that up because uh, it's a compliment from the video. And we're trying to figure out, like... What is this, if anything? It's like What's kind of a compliment flaw. other than an observation. Well, I would categorize it more yeah. in the floor territory than compliment, um, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't bring it up. I, I, like... Yeah, Mila Jolovich doesn't look like Scarlett Johansson, so I don't know if a mi- mini Mila Jolovich is a good no, no, I mean, for I mean the Scarlett. baby, like or the the young kid looks like a young Mila Jovovich, which I can see. I just don't. Yeah. see. I don't see how that's a win. We, we can worry saying no, I... how is that good to make them look like a young Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, if if you're gonna make her be like the grown up Black Widow, she doesn't even like. If you're gonna, if your comparison was Mila Jovovich, you failed. She should be a young Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she looks Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I'm pretty lenient with stuff like that. Like, she's fine. fine. This is the thing. I. I don't it's think of anything young. about Those this, but if he's ugly, gonna, so if yeah. they grow up and yeah, it's fine. If he goes as far as saying it's a compliment, I would be like, I mean, it's more of a flaw, but I'd rather just not talk about it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Unless yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, so you want to raise the issue, movie... then yeah. Oh, the thing when a movie actually nails a younger actress to look like their older counterpart, a, a movie, lot of young actresses that nailed in Hollywood. The, um... Oh, well, that's unfortunate, isn't it? <laughs> but um. It actually really increased the aversion. The only film that that I could think of, and there might be other examples, but that 
act when I remember watching it did it really good that had a young version of the same character and the child actress they got looked really similar to the old one I think it was 1000 or 10,000 BC that film apparently um, it is Mila Jovovich's daughter by the way that's what people are saying oh really oh, really that's interesting oh, wow which is interesting yeah because well, I'm 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 curious I'm glad that her she's carrying the legacy the family legacy of being well, an actress. Someone else said she likely better, had already... blue hair IRL, and that's why she has it here. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, who can who color who could color hair for a film? That's what I'm saying. Well, or, 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 or a wig, you know, like. Well, for for one, she's already a better actress than her mother. But um, two, <laughs> <laughs> wow. two, uh, I I I have to push back on that because hair in Hollywood and TV and movies is there's an incredible amount of work and amount of attention on hair. I oh, read really? a story. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, literally um, there were, they spent hours and hours figuring out um, Riker's hair for Star Trek uh, Next Generation. In fact, um, when he, uh, when he was done filming the first season, he came back with a beard. They're like, oh my God, they freaked out. They're like, wait, you can't have a beard. You know, so-and-so Riker doesn't have a beard. And then everything was like, oh, okay, great. No, actually we like the beard. Let's yeah, work thank with God it. he and got they, a and, beard. And then, and then they had hairstylists like trim it and, and cut it for like, you know, tweaking it literally for hours and hours and hours. And eventually they actually shaved off too much. So then they started, they actually appended it with like, uh, you know, glue and, and uh, extra hair to fill it out again. Like that's how much attention they have on hair. And it's, it's a serious, it's a serious deal. So the fact that they just casually made her hair blue, that must have been a deliberate decision because... Uh, well, a lot either of that or she came on, on yeah. with yeah. blue hair. They were like, we could, we could, we could use that. We're okay with that. Um, yeah, they're like, ah, it's a kid, whatever. Uh, but yeah, and, uh, but the... just to just because Miller Jovovich has come up as an item of conversation and uh, uh, tied into Rags's point before about the degeneracy in Hollywood, uh, Miller Jovovich has actually come out and, uh, and admitted that she was, uh, yeah bad things happened to her when she was underage. And so, yeah, Hollywood oh. is a cesspit that deserves to be burnt. Anyway. Oh, that's pretty awful. Yeah, you hear stories like yeah, that all the time, and that a lot of the people just... The, 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 of the few that spoke up, they lost their careers, right? Like, um, yeah. there's a couple yeah, of examples. Like, yeah, I watched a documentary on my flight back uh, to Australia on Child Stars, and that's where Mila Jovich was getting interviewed, and she comes out and says it, and it's like, and some of the stuff... Oh, it is disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, especially yeah. the children. Children are so vulnerable. I I was really relieved to hear because um uh what's his name uh the guy who plays Frodo Elijah Wood Elijah was a Wood. child was a, was a child actor but his mother was like okay after set you come directly home no parties no get-togethers no meetups you come directly home and yeah, so he's like he claims very normal well-adjusted <laughs> so yeah, he's like one of the that. yeah thanks to that but I I, I would be shocked. Uh, you'd probably be shocked to find out how many of these kids were uh, abused and and done horrible horrible things done to them. But luckily, we have a few that got away from that. Anyway, <laughs> many and a pet doppelganger for Scarlet. Wow, have we come a long way since Michael Douglas rudely uncanny valleyed all over our screens. Huh? Um, so I guess they're, they're talking about. My, I don't know if he looked that bad in uh, Ant Man. He was, he was alright. Yeah. He looked um, good there. I don't remember that. Yeah. And the thing is, also um, he's much older. Yeah. And he was playing somebody who was much younger than he is. It's a lot harder to make him look younger than it is to make uh, Rachel, Rachel Wise look okay. younger. 
But, um, no, that's a fair compliment, too. The technology to de-age actors is oh, doing okay. great. The one in Captain Marvel of Samuel Jackson kind of surprised me. I was like, whoa, he looks great. Yeah, it's really good. You can tell. See, the that's a that's a positive thing in a really shitty movie. Yeah, yeah. makes this too. I'm just curious when he gets he to the storytelling one. ones, like instead of the yeah. effects ones, it's like, mm. oh, look, the font. Ooh. I like how he says, "Does Rachel Weisz just look the same 21 years later?" It's like there's a lot of actresses that do that. Where you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> you look exactly the same. Look the same 21 years later. Brave girl. Your pain only makes you stronger. Such a 90s lesson that we've mostly realized is nonsense, especially to a six-year-old, but then you realize she's not actually their mother, she's training assassins, so of course she'd say that. No, but that's Hang on, there is a know. vein of truth in that statement. Still. Yeah. I mean, it's not wholly inaccurate. Um, what type of pain you carry and how you got it? Yeah, well, I'd probably go as far as saying pain makes you stronger is a little bit useless on its own. You're going to need a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you could just be hurting yourself, and that's not good. Overcoming adversity makes you stronger. That's probably a more accurate statement. Yeah, yeah, that's a better statement, yeah. Because um, that's the statement right. that um, that she like carries it through a whole life, if you guys remember. <laughs> so I always found that so strange. It really felt like it's got nothing to do with Black Widow. Pain makes you stronger. It's like, that's not really... I don't see that in her storyline. Yeah, Literally, it's just in the because of her job, she might be in pain, but she still has to do her job, you know? So. It would be like if, if Iron Man said, pain makes you stronger, it's like, summarizes my life. I'd just be like, not really, but okay. I guess you can pick things that can kind of apply to that. It felt like a generic one to throw on a character that you can kind of say is their journey. Honestly, like a much better message if they wanted to do that would be something like you need to learn how to forgive yourself and redeem yourself and do better, you know, with the whole Dracov's daughter thing. Like that would have something like that. I just pulled out of that out of my hat, but something like that would be a much stronger resonant message for this movie. Um, and as people are recognizing, it's like, yeah, I guess pain did make it stronger because she kept falling in different places and getting <laughs> blown up and stuff. She's getting stronger and stronger. Sorry, I don't want to. Um, uh sidetrack things too much but just on the note before where we were saying that yeah there are some actresses that age 20 years and haven't you know they don't look any different what about those actors that do age like 20 years or more more and they look completely different like for me the one that always stands out have you seen young william shatner compared to old william shatner for some reason when i look at like Young Lou Chat, old. It's like I'm looking at two different people. They look. He looks different, but he looks amazing for his um, age too. It's also like eighty. Oh yeah, he looks right? great for his age. Uh, he's older than that. He's in old. his. I think he's in his nineties. He is an old man. Yeah. He is old, and he's still just fucking carrying on. He's he's gonna Christopher yeah, he Lee and just go March. on forever. Yeah. Christopher Lee is an example of someone who, as a kid, I always knew... John Cleese and Christopher Lee were people who I, like, I knew this, the younger versions and the older versions as almost separate actors. Like, I recognized <laughs> them differently. Like, oh, there's that guy. And it's like, no, that guy and that guy are the same one. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I guess they are. Because, like, I always remember um, older Christopher Lee would often have a beard or a goatee or something, and then younger one would always be shaved, and then, like, you know one color hair and the other the, while the other one is like fully white or gray oldman roles um and yeah john cleese was kind of the same thing where i'd just be like they don't it's not I, I don't know what it is for me i just um there is sometimes like i don't see them quite as the same person until i see enough of the uh middling years i guess where they connects them but um mm -hmm. when i was a kid you know I, I would literally jump between the man with the golden gun and lord of the rings and i'd be like 
I don't think they're the same person, are they? <laughs> like they kind of look different. Yeah, like a younger younger Lee kind of had looked a little bit awkward. He looked really really tall because he was kind of skinnier and and younger, or whatever. I had the same issue. I had the same thing when I watched uh, one movie with a younger Anthony Hopkins because Anthony Hopkins has been like quote unquote old wise man for like fifty years. Mm-hmm. So when I saw him in, uh, I think it was Elephant Man. I think I saw him in. He's like, oh, yeah. he's like young. He's kind of like, kind of, you know, I'm I'm straight, but he's got like little little like hunky, like kind of like, oh, uh, you know, this guy would probably be like really really attractive. I mean, he's not a bad looking guy, obviously, but but like I never thought of Anthony Hopkins as like you know a, la- a lady a ladies man or whatever. But I could see him actually playing that role. Well, you see, but he just kind of immediately graduated to old wise man for some reason. <laughs> I watched his career with great interest, and thus I saw his gradual turn from. 40s to like 60s to older and older until all the color had left his hair. Um, I think when yeah. I think of Anthony Hopkins, I think of Mask of Zorro. That's just what I go to when I think of him. Yeah, which is oh, like yeah, the last wise. of his sort of roles where he was a bit more, he moved around a lot. Now he's much more a I sit and talk, I stand and talk, which is fine because <laughs> that's his, yeah. his age. Um,. Michael Caine's another one, I think, to to some degree, and these are only because I think I saw their old person movies and tangerine. young person movies back to back, and I'd just be like, man, it's like a fucking going time traveling. Yeah, Sean Connery with like James Bond to yeah. The Rock. Yeah, that was a big mm-hmm. one. Bam, 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 See, I don't know, bam, bam. Sean Connery. I can, like, it's so identifiable, even young and old. It might be his accent, but he's always it's so excellent. identifiable. Sean Connery. That's yeah. why I was saying it's hard to explain this because I really, I really agree with the Sean Connery one where I always see them as different, but I don't know why I would say that. And I think it's literally just on the surface the the complete different look, James Bond's look yeah. compared to uh, older Sean Connery like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or um, Indiana Jones, uh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, like these, he's distinctively got a new look. I think you have to kind of reinvent yourself because eventually all you all you do is you look like a, a worse version of your your peak. But there's been actors who have successfully re- reinvented themselves. Like uh, a great example would be somebody like um, uh, what's his name, uh, Irish guy, have taken Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam like Neeson. he was Liam he Neeson. was like Dark Man and movies like that. And in, in his younger days, and he re- reinvented yeah. himself as like a more experienced, uh, you know, kind of action star with like fifty cuts a second with the taken series i was just thinking about how johnny depp is kind of like the character he never would have been to like any one character because he was playing a bazillion different characters all the time but he was pretty normal in his like a you know what's eating gilbert grape and stuff like that he was a pretty pretty uh fairly normal actor but i guess he got into the character character acting gig and he's now basically invisible now he just play whatever he wants to now he's gonna struggle to get jobs because of <laughs> yeah yeah he's always yeah. invisible in hollywood now. <laughs> oh, God. yeah sucks but there we are yeah new new fantastic beasts and new pirate movies will not have him in it like hmm. yeah that's that's a shame they're dead for me. if you see anybody talking about jack sparrow on the internet they'll be like no one can play him again no one no. <laughs> like do not allow anyone to try and play jack sparrow it's kind of like uh king and i with uh yul brenner he he got so iconic because the, the character isn't necessarily supposed to be bald but he played it bald and so like nobody can play uh the king and king and i and not be compared to yul brenner they've even made like i think a saturday night saturday night live skit uh mocking that fact where like uh, uh somebody was playing him as like <laughs> and he was getting nothing but 
comparisons to Yul Brenner. Sometimes you just innate, uh, and that was not only that, but that was a, a unique character. The Jack Sparrow is the first time it's been in, portrayed in any media other than the tour, right? So yeah, nobody's going to get, nobody's going to play Indiana Jones without being compared to Harrison Ford, etc. Um, as someone just mentioned, uh, Keanu Reeves growing out that John Wick beard is kind of like the line has been crossed between older Keanu stuff oh, yeah, and newer yeah. Keanu stuff. Yeah, he shaved it for the new Bill and Ted movie, and honestly, he looks so much older without his beard. So I think he should stick with it. it it's a good look for him. He wouldn't shave it for Matrix. No. Not that he'd have to. You know, Neo might have been like, you know what? I wouldn't mind a beard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pro beard now. Anyway called bioluminescence pretty biology lessons oh would you grab the oh, fuck off, off. <laughs> on. that worth the points pretty biology lessons like, you child I, to me that's type the ones that is trying to kind of copy cinema sins but in reverse where he purposely picks out a nonsensical irrelevant thing just to give it a tick yeah like but in this shot right now it's like not handling defense. not handling the bowl as safe as she could or something like that sin where you yeah, just be like, I mean, what? Because sometimes CinemaSins kind of hear snarky in your way of pointing out bullcrap can come across funny, especially when he does it obviously ironically. And so yeah. it can work. But trying to reverse it without any possible comedic punchline when you know you're purposely being sarcastic, it does not work. So yeah. don't yeah. give weak, you know, nonsensical wins when there's nothing there. I don't think it works either way, personally, because my big problem with CinemaSins is that they're like, oh, we're satire, and it's like, some of our arguments are obviously wrong, but <laughs> it's very hard to tell. It's hard to tell when you got it wrong, or when you were trying to be wrong, or when you were trying to make a joke, because sometimes your joke is a criticism, sometimes your criticisms are inaccurate, and it's like, well, this is kind of worthless, like, I, I don't know what I'm meant to do with this. I either have to take it all seriously and then criticize the points that are wrong, or I don't take any of it seriously at all, which you <laughs> yourselves have claimed is not the case, that sometimes like you're actually trying to make real points. I don't want to get off on a whole tangent, but did you guys ever identify what that whole uh, Firefly thing was? I, I, I kind of like backseat script wrote an explanation for it, but it's not at all really brought up in the movie. Like it, you see it at the beginning and you see it at the end. I thought they were going to go for when I first saw it. I thought they're going to go for something like, uh, "Oh, why do the why are those bugs glowing?" And it's like, "Oh, those bioluminescence uh, fireflies make their own light." And then kind of like retouch on that later, uh, so as sort of like kind of a theme or something, you know, like, uh, "Oh, you make your own light." I don't know. That was just one idea I came up with, but something would be a, at least explanatory. As, as I said I know, in the video, it is waiting for a video essayist to just grab yeah. something because the movie didn't put any effort into that. But like one yeah. line would have made that somewhat thematic. Like, yeah, like I just said, you know, fire fireflies make their own light. You could kind of see something there, you know, maybe, but they don't even mention it again. They just show it at the end. It's like, oh, fireflies, remember that? It's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alexei Ranch dressing couldn't be tight suit oh. shadowing. What is that? Huh? What? He, Alexei's Alexei having ranch dressing, which kind of sets up how he's gonna gain weight. 
oh come really that oh. he said he said so this is the thing free just said it so he just said like the the tight suit foreshadowing and so we're all just like oh that is that a joke and he's like yeah sure it's a joke and you're like is it you gave it a win yeah the way yeah it's funny because he said it in like the oh no way what in, in that like, type of voice but like it's it setting up the idea that he's going to gain weight is yeah you like is that I? And that's God. the win, or is he making fun of the weight? I, yeah, it's so weird. So, Me, that's not a setup. Just because someone likes ranch doesn't mean they're gonna get fat. Yeah. Well, so again, the so is, if he was like, like, "It's just a joke, guys," I just feel like, "All right, then you gave it a win, though." That's why it feels weird. What's yeah. the point of the win counter? It's it's a new uh, filmmaking technique. It's called ranch position. Oh. <laughs> I get it. Who would want? Whoa, 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 we skipped. Can't be having that. I think it couldn't be. Tight suit shadowing. I don't want to go. I get it. Who would want to leave Hopper? He gave that a win. Yeah, it's exactly it like, like Cinema Sins. He just adds in jokes and they're completely but indistinguishable that one, from at least, critique. But that one was nothing. That was, yeah, I can see why she wouldn't want to leave Hopper referencing Stranger Things. You're like, okay, why is that a win? Like, what, what is that? I just don't, I never understand the system. It, it almost feels like filler, because he hasn't got much to say on why this is good. It'd be like... reaching uh, for things. Yeah. Which again, just it, it, it illustrates how useless these videos are for the overall, oh, like, goal of make, film discussion. It'd be like uh, doing any movie with Christian Bale, and it's like, oh yeah, Batman, ding. It's like, okay, yes, the actor does like, play Batman. He, but he's gonna have a real yeah. point eventually. It'll come. I mean, he's had uh, a couple of real ones. Is, Oh, is he getting? Is he trying to copy Cinemasins? Because I remember Cinemasins, uh, you know, thing on Batman Begins, and he f comes to the scene where Batman um, comes across the kid in the window saying, "You Batman," and it's the same actor that played Joffrey in Game of Thrones, and he gave him a sin for not killing Joffrey when he had the I chance. That. Yeah, I remember. I got that. a chuckle out of that. I, it, was, it was funny, you know, because yeah, um, uh, and that was. Uh, Obviously, sarcastic. It was meta humor and stuff, referring to things that exist outside the film. Is that what he was trying to kind of do here? It's like, oh, you like this guy? Is it another thing? But again, it's, it's not working. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of his signature. Uh, they even tell you this. Like, I don't know if you ever talked to any YouTube reps. They even tell you to like come up with some sort of signature catchphrase or some sort of branding personality thing. Uh, <laughs> literally, like. Uh, so his one, I think, is like lap dances or whatever and, and jokes throughout the video. So like he'll just randomly take a scene. This scene does not have a lap dance. Lap dance. Ding. You know, oh, and that's just... Hasn't he stopped that because it's so un-PC no, now, though? I think probably, I haven't heard I haven't... him say that in ages now. I haven't watched him for years. Yeah, I think sure so. He's watched him for years he either. stopped specifically yeah. because it was too offensive, which is funny. It's too offensive? Yeah, like it objectifies women. Oh, what a fucking loser. Wow. Maybe you're a loser for not appreciating that lap dances are offensive, Rags. Now I'm a winner for winning lap dances. Yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, let's just hope we get some real points then, because I'm already I'm already bored of joke wins. Yeah. I'm sorry. This whole setup from the carefree, peaceful crane down on shut up through the suburban neighborhood, waving at kids, playing with her sister, and then sitting down to dinner is also perfectly crafted to trick us into thinking this is Nat's real family. Perfectly crafted. Dad, Nat's real family. I don't know how you would. So here's the thing. I don't know how you would fuck that up. Just show a normal family. Well, 
Um, it's, it's I was not gonna, too so like, hard, but I mean, say. if you know anything about the MCU, so you'd be like, so Nat's Russian. What's she doing in an American? Yeah. Like, what? What is yeah. this? Yeah. Or you know, that so you already know something's. Yeah, some something's point. not right. Yeah. Yeah. Something's really wrong. I knew something was wrong from the very beginning. It didn't like the mother's quote unquote reaction to the kid her being hurt was completely wrong, and everything was kind of off. And also, they they never explain why. Nat never ever has has an accent, whereas everyone else gets a really thick Russian accent too, which is strange to me. But whatever. Yeah. Nat trained to not have his. I would have thought what he should be complimenting is that this environment makes a lot of sense. This kind of environment would give Nat a strong, I don't know, attachment to family life that she never got to have again, or something like that. But like saying this is great at tricking the audience into thinking this is Nat's real family. I'm like, oh. I not even close really? for me, but I, no. uh, hmm. But it's a story about family, and that's what's so powerful about it. Yeah. Dad says they have solely about him, and Nat is sad to leave her very real, not at all cover for being a Russian spy slash assassin, sleeper cell family in life. So it looks but real, you but you know it's not real, but it's. So I guess he's just sad to. He's just complimenting the fact that it could have tricked the audience, which I, I guess it could have if they wouldn't pay more attention, yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, see sure. how comfortable the six-year-old is with the rifle shells, and it starts to crack a little. I, want I think you need to hang around real kids. <laughs> I, or, no, no I take that, that back. I, <laughs> but like I, like this girl is comfortable giving her father bullets that he dropped. I would say, um, yeah, kids are gonna be more yeah. comfortable with bullets than a lot of adults would be because kids will be like, well, "What's this funny metal thing?" Yeah, here you go. They might yeah, not even, yeah, they might not legitimately even know what a bullet is, especially if the, if the dad's like, "Oh, I've dropped something. I'm a kid. I want to help my dad." Here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I'm not too familiar a... with like you know full gun culture being an Australian, but I assume parts in America where gun culture is very common and kids are introduced to the you know firearms at an early age, and of course if they're being responsible, the safety aspects and stuff like that. But it might not be strange bullets for them to unsafe. you know yeah like bullet hold a bullet. It's not unsafe. Just... Also, the... here you go. Mm -hmm. At this point in the story, also isn't Nat the only one who's gotten training of the two kids? The other girl hasn't been through the Red Room yet, right? Yeah, so if anything... Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's all, mm, in some ways, you could mock that against the film, actually. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know if I would, because there's other reasons you could make it so that she's comfortable or... or I think it's a girl just giving her dad something. Yeah, that's that's kind of the defense we're making, is that it's it's kind of just... It's the same as if he dropped a screw or a, or a screwdriver yeah. or anything. It's just like, eh, this is your thing. Like, like, we set the bar really low here, but <laughs> yes, I guess yes, that's we have. good. That I mean, I mean to her, it's that? like, uh, hey, Dad, you dropped your clunky cylinders, you know? You dropped your, you just dropped your cylinders, here you go. It's like, okay. <laughs> Also, I, I also we ignore the sin of he has a gun in the closet, not easily accessible. It isn't already loaded in case he needs it quickly. It's, uh, I mean, for spies, that's a bit strange. It's pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty odd one. I too loved Don McLean back in the day, but how perfect is it that Yelena you not would now? see this song, not for what it truly is, a song about Buddy Holly and those two other guys' death, but a happy-go-lucky piece of America, reinforced with flashlight tag, high school football, and American flags. What's the win? I don't know. I was just about to ask the same question. What is the win there? Instilled her it's appreciation about America. America. Yeah. yeah. She, she doesn't America. know it's about the death of Buddy Holly and, uh, uh, 
the other guy, but I'm just like, I bet most people don't know that. I would In say fact, most I bet a lot of people just flat that. out don't know that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, either. Yeah. It's pretty bare, bare minimum praise to, to Especially have she's a child. Like, why would she? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, it would be, would she, it'd yeah, be exactly. strange. And a song can be about a thing, but that's not why it's loved or recognized. It becomes iconic for different reasons. I mean, it's you're given this, you're given, you, you made a 30 minute video on why this movie has good things in it. So clearly that's the case. It's kind of like that, right. that kind of upbeat song, uh, Pumped Up Kicks, where it sounds like, oh yeah, Pumped Up Kicks, blah, blah, blah. And it's actually about somebody like killing other people. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot it of songs like, like that. Like he, yeah. I mean, he, he liked the choice of song, but it sounded like it was more praising the marrying of the song with the visuals that were passing by to try and show and instill a sense of Americanism to uh, the viewpoint character being Natasha. And that's what he was liking. Maybe if he had said it's the same juxtaposition present in their family dynamic, being that on the surface it can come across as something very normal, very American, but underneath there's something a little bit more. I don't know, complicated and uh, almost anti-American in a sense. At least them. Um, I don't know. Like, the, the, it feels like we were missing more there, just than saying she thinks the song is chill and American and fun when it's uh, about other things. You're like, okay. Don't give this applause. Oh, just thuds, no bounce. It did yeah, bounce. that's that. It did kind of bounce, but also, is that was the plus the physics? <laughs> I guess. Well, just, well, just on this thuds. part no. in the film, you know, establishing that, ah, more superhumans at this point. And, okay, magic, powers, everything, you can have superhumans, but super soldiers, with how insanely difficult they showed it was to make Steve Rogers to begin with, and how pretty done, you know, established they had then made afterwards, that how rare he was, and and things. It's like, how many uh, super soldiers now existed before Steve Rogers yes. woke up from the ice? Uh, more and more damage this? to the world building every time. Yep. yep. And yet, this is getting a plus because it didn't bounce more than it thudded. Alright. Yeah. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if that's realistic. A lot of things bounce that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Like, uh, I unfortunately know that bodies bounce if they fall. <laughs> that thing is so, super heavy, I'm guessing yeah. it would. Oh, I'm I'm like, fine uh, with believing that how it falls is how it would fall, but I don't, I don't know why we're complimenting it for this. Yeah. Like you are, this cut is is reeks of desperation. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is bounce. A minor. Since she controlled by Hydra at this time, you can make good guys bad guys and bad guys good guys wherever you want. Just think about what he's doing in '95, and y'all hate when I call him a villain. Nineteen ninety-one. Great guy. Bucky's a great guy. Love Bucky. What, what, was, what, what was the point? What is, what? what is this? So, Stand -up comedian, to, to recount, he's like, it's kind of cool that Shield here can be the bad guys. When, if you look at the context, they're stealing state secrets. <laughs> like, so they're not even the bad guys necessarily here. Uh, but he's like, well, oh, yeah, these they, guys are spies. Yeah, but but ignoring that, he's like, the Shield can be bad guys because they were controlled by Hydra. You're like, okay, much like the Winter Soldier despite being Bucky, was still doing bad things in 95, as if he wasn't introduced as a bad guy in Winter Soldier, which he was. Then he's like, oh, but you guys get annoyed when I call Bucky a villain. It's like, you should be calling Winter Soldier a villain, probably, just to make sure people understand, I guess. I don't know, because Bucky yeah. Barnes... Whatever. That We're trying to recover from all those thoughts, and then dig, win. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> it, was, it was the win. What <laughs> win? 
I have no idea where he pulled that out of. Yeah. I, I guess it's the fact that S.H.I.E.L.D. can do things that come across as evil because they're Hydra. That's a win. That may be, this may just be a what annoys me about... Sorry, yeah, just what annoys me about the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. Hydra thing is that in, you know, um, uh, Winter Soldier has established that there were a lot of agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that had... Sorry, agents of Hydra that had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., but it wasn't 100%. There was still a lot of, you know, genuinely good S.H.I.E.L.D. American agents trying to do the right thing. And what was implied by that, the further you go back, the less infiltration that Hydra had in S.H.I.E.L.D., um, uh, that's what the implication I got. And so to say that every appearance of S.H.I.E.L.D. in history is going to be a Hydra plot, just like, that's not what I got. It seemed like S.H.I.E.L.D. was still trying to do good S.H.I.E.L.D. things for the most part with only some subversions of Hydra along the way. I mean, Winter Soldier said that um, uh, Arnhem, like, infected from the moment, like, World War II ended, right? Uh, and, and, and Yeah, but that's... And he was like high ranking, and and so all, well. The thing is, them showing one mission of trying to get information from spies that are leaving America again. That doesn't even have to be a Hydra mission. That can be a Shield mission. Well, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that you know um, Nick Fury has had had such an active role in Shield throughout the past and stuff, and he wasn't corrupted. Well, again, implies that. To be fair, oh. Shad, that wasn't planned, and it wasn't planned even when, for the people making the MCU, they didn't plan to make S.H.I.E.L.D. Hydra. It was the Russos that said, hey, wouldn't it be neat if S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra? That's true. And it, it, Winter Soldier itself causes issues, uh, but, like, it's been hard for writers going forward to just make sure everything is calibrated, but they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a retcon. I mean, I, I thought that was an interesting retcon, but... Yeah, you can yeah, make it you work. Can't, you can't... You can't judge everything before and after by the fact that uh, at that point, because because Hydra hadn't really, I guess, surfaced until Winter Soldier for the most part. Like maybe they've been sabotaging things along the way, but they all, Shield is also responsible for uh, getting the Avengers together and saving the world. So like exactly. they clearly exactly. they clearly they clearly been effective up to that point. Yeah, I mean, the Arnim Zola AI was a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. from the beginning, it seems like, but so was Peggy Carter, and she was always a good good person, and so... Exactly, it's hard yeah. to believe that Hydra stayed secret for this long, with people like Fury and Carter involved at the top. Mm. Yeah. But they did. As did the Wakandans, as did the Shang-Chi people, Ten Rings, whatever. As has Kang. <laughs> God, it's all terrible. But that's fine. Let's move on. Mommy, <laughs> you know it makes me stronger. Ha! Parenting fail burn. Please. Me, that's a criticism. That would be a sin, not a win. Like parenting fail burn. Like, it... All right. <laughs> I, don't just... I, I just don't know how it's a win. That's all. It's fine. It's fine. It's odd. Please, no more undercover. Is it technically like? <laughs> Isn't um, fine though. <laughs> well, so I don't know what to make of it, really. Like, what do you, what do you yeah. guys think that she says? But mom, hey, makes stronger when she's been shot. It's like I guess it's kind of sad. I don't know that it, the kid is watching oh, you I mean, and like... mom bleed out and has been told previously that it's okay because pain makes you stronger, but it's clearly fucking not true right now. <laughs> like, no, that's I'm, why I'm... it seems like it would have been a sin, a flaw that it's a uh, you know. Pointing yeah. out a contradiction in the message that they're trying to um, put through here. I mean, so funnily enough, I would I would defend the film if I had only seen up to this point and been like, well, isn't that kind of what they're going for? The mum has um, 
a lot to learn about that particular piece of advice that maybe there's more to it and maybe the sort of the kids but later on in the film we find out that's all that drove Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow through her life apparently so like it, I guess it holds true to some degree for, <laughs> for I don't know like again shitty movies have a really like inept ability to give you some kind of through line this this feels like I I was more commenting on the whole like this feels like reverse nitpicking Nitpicking. You, you force a, a good point where it doesn't necessarily fit. Yeah, like as everyone I think has been saying. So yeah, I, I, I kind of got that. The I kind of got the idea that it was very self. Whatever that point was before it was very self referential, and mm-hmm. I, I get the idea that he's either either had comments or previous videos, and so we're probably missing some context or something. Maybe. Technically, a lifetime of imprisonment isn't undercover work, so the real lesson here, kids, is be specific with your wants and needs. I will kill that, That's the cinema win that again. Win? Uh, that's him like trying win. to. Yeah, that's him trying to do something snarky and funny that's not really win, but is putting it as a win to be funny, to copy cinema sins. Oh, we get a little like too it. many jokes. We need some, you know, wins. I'm good. Yeah. He's like, lol, he said he doesn't want to do undercover work anymore, so we ended up in prison. <laughs> like, and it's not okay. technically undercover, so... Uh, yeah. You know what this is? Uh, you know what this is? Exact same problem with Cinema Wins and Cinema Sins. They're mixing uh, criticism with riff tracks. They're trying to be funny. They're trying to do like a stand-up routine with the movie, and I guess that's fine, but it just really muddles the whole thing. Like, I think tracks so, has, yeah. Why not make jokes about the actual good things? Yeah. Yeah. Because that would require more talent and cleverness. Gosh darn. time. Gosh And dedication to the craft. And this is easier to just say, who he's eating ranch dressing. Fat. All right. That is, that's not even observational comedy. That's just your eyes work. Check, check. You know? Mm-hmm. I check. I check. Spoiler, they didn't not touch her, and she did. Just took she a didn't? while. What? I'm very uh, confused. What? I mean, those aren't even the soldiers that Natalie, that not Nat necessarily killed, right? Wait, oh, so he's yeah, saying they the... end up in the red room. Oh, eventually, spoiler. she did get them all. So, so yeah, so, he, so he's saying they do eventually touch her. She does kill them all. It just took a while. We have no idea if these people are the same people. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. it would be weird if they were. It would be weird if they were. Yeah, yeah they'd probably they're yeah. probably like retired with a pension or something. Don't remind me how I much know this movie. Red Room offers in terms of employee benefits, but and don't remind me how much this movie does not give a fuck about all of the male soldiers in the in the army. They only care about the female yeah. ones. And also, just like the, is he doing a spoiler alert for something that's going to, have to happen in ten seconds? Because <laughs> they're about to take her. I don't know. Seems kind of silly to me. He just means that she kills them in the finale, and it's like, but they don't even know if these are the same people, so I just, I just fucking got no, no clue here. Yeah, also, um, it came off a little creepy when he says, spoiler, they do touch her. He's like, what are you trying yeah. to imply there, mate? <laughs> they touch her with their hands. Yeah, because, well, he wants to make a joke. They make contact with her. Of the, the, the yeah, because he's trying to use the words that she used, because that's... I know, I know, but I'm just saying, yeah, like they sedate her and they capture her. A little and... creepily, just no. I think that's crazy. Might be just you. Might be just me. It's possible. Maybe I don't get. I wouldn't. I don't know. I guess my mind didn't go there. Not. I think it's... He did kill them all. Just took a while. What was her name? 
you know it's her. They still make it land like it's a huge reveal with you. What? Why? That's Isn't a that win? The... Why is that a win? Yeah. Because uh, it's a reveal, apparently, but I, I don't know. I certainly no. had gotten it at this no. point. It lands like it's a huge reveal, but why is that a win? Like, wh why is this like... Because like... you know it from the MCU. In fact, it's a little overbearing. Uh, I actually little reminds me of one of... Reminds me of this one critique uh, YMS had for the Lion King remake, where, where it's like, right after a scene with Mufasa, we'd already seen him, and right after that scene, we see a scene with Scar and uh, Zazu, and then Mufasa walks in, and they have like triumphant music, as if this was the the reveal of Mufasa. And he was I remember like, that. What? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, remember and he's like, why? Why is this? That. Yeah, why is this fanfare? We just saw him literally thirty seconds ago. <laughs> just odd. The return of the king. <laughs> Exaggerated sound design in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, that was it. All right. Free will and the ability to give birth are apparently defects. Yike. He bad guy. What? No, why no, he's we... bad because he's gonna kill children. You fucking dipshit. It's and, not about his why... potential philosophic stance on what. No, he he's bad in this scene because he's going to murder a bunch of children. Also, Rags, why is this a win? <laughs> because he's mad. It's a win. Like, what? He's a win. What the fuck? Bad <laughs> guy is established as being bad. The bare it's minimum you would expect out of the antagonist. He was already bad, though. That's the thing. Like, like he's already... All of this shit is horrible. That is like, that he also says, like, kill the defects. And he's like, wow, this guy's bad. It's like, it's where were you this whole time? Women, it's because they weren't good for the program. <laughs> they're defective, essentially. De like, defective products. It's not because they're women and because they can give birth. Well, the, what the fuck is well, this? It's also, it's a tiny little completely insubstantial point, but I've never in my entire life heard somebody say yike. It's always yikes. Yike? Yike. <laughs> Yikers. You said yike. Maybe it's like a Japanese word, yik. That's the... Yike. <laughs> Free will what? and the ability to give birth are apparently deep. I'm confused. Rags, have you practiced you. that before? Rags, huh? I must correct you also. That's yamete. Not Ike. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, Ike. No, Ike is go, right? Ike. That's his name. He's the protagonist. He has a very big sword. His armor doesn't make sense. There's no way he could actually get it on. He's a, yeah, he's an anime protagonist. He's the best, by the way. He's really he really see, is the best. See, I, I don't know where you heard of Ike? Rags is doing this with such proficiency, it sounds like he's practiced it before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I No, I'm just that proficient. That That's a testament to my proficiency. This is, we were talking earlier about the Dunning-Kruger effect. I've made fun of anime so much that I'm on the right side of the graph where I'm an expert at it and I know it. Okay, what? Rags, your, your rags. microphone. Rags? What, what's your yike, opinion rags. of... Yike? Uh, rags? Ike? What, what, what? What's, what is your opinion of Roni Kenshin? I haven't seen oh, Roni Kenshin. It's so good. Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. You want to watch like an artistic, like level anime that is just beautiful. You need to watch the prequel OVAs, is Trust it, and Betrayal. Though? It's absolutely awesome. All right. Is it though? Okay. I, we should do an EFAP movies on Samurai X Trust and Betrayal. It's friggin' awesome, man. I want to. Oh god, it's it's really just a shame that we're just all booked and we have so much to watch already. Oh man, what a what a shame! Oh, I'll, if only that could have oh. happened. But there's just, I guess we, 
you know, I oh, we're just so busy. Oh man. Oh no, Rags. It's, it's almost like you sound sorry that you can't watch this anime. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he says yeah, remove the defects, and funnily enough, I don't even from from having seen the film too many times. I'm not even 100% sure on what he's referring to when he says defects. I think they just weren't a fit for the program. Well, so that's kind of what I'm saying, is that I think it's supposed to be unclear exactly what he means specifically, but then he says, free will and the ability to give birth are apparently defects. But they're all women. The ones who so, got accepted were well, women, so is he too. If he's referring to the sterilization process, that happens way later, like when they're graduating yeah. or whatever. So... Like, why did he show that clip and then say this yeah. here? Like, that. And he... Also, he's bad, so and of course he'd have a bad opinion. The most free will of them all in this scene is Natasha. She's making a ruckus. She gets caught, remember? And then he's like, oh, you must... Like, like so... I don't, I don't know why he said this here, and I don't know why it's a win. That the bad guy is bad. It's, it's very strange. I mean, it, it, we're setting the bar low. We're consistent yes. in that regard, at least. Yeah, you bad guy. It was at this Yikes. point that I realized somehow I'd missed Olga Karilenko in all the trailers, and I wonder. Oh, she's Taskmaster. So uh, don't bill your actors like this unless you want me and like eight other people to figure out. I had all the people. It was, it was everybody, everybody pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I will say I doubt everybody figured out it was Olga. I don't even know how many people knew her as an actress, but, uh, but I think I we all knew it was going to be a woman. Everybody was talking about how Taskmaster yeah. was a woman. Yeah. I didn't really because I saw the body of a man. So that's what threw me off. I, yeah. But I could see I how people. Confident. I was. Yeah, like after the reveal, I, I could see why everyone would think that. My my brain was just like, oh, that's just clearly a man because of well, I could I have eyes, so I mean, right. wouldn't do uh, that. Uh, but I mean, I looked up. But I, I see up how. Yeah. The main stunt person for Olga was a man, so they yeah, definitely lot, most I of mean, the fight. Of most of the scenes with Taskmaster <laughs> is well, a man. They didn't have to do that. They could have had a stunt woman. They could have had a stunt woman. They could have had it. Oh, I almost sure, said female like, stuntman, but what I, I could mean, have had a stunt woman. The when I say of course, it's it's like you look at Taskmaster, it's like that's a guy. Like that's definitely a guy. Look at how like, well, and look at especially bizarre because Olga's just she's like a third of the stuntman's size. Right. Like, it, yeah. It's well, bizarre it's, to it's, see. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the scene where she takes her head off, it it looks like <laughs> they they CGI'd like her head onto onto the. They body. did. Yeah. There was there was it, something. It, it was either like... the head or the body. Is was... this film looks very did. fake? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I wasn't keeping track of the actors at all, so I had no meta knowledge or anything. And when I saw Taskmaster, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, it's a dude." Just look, look yeah, at I mean, um, but a lot of people were aware of the the coming well, reveal and of course, before Tony you see Masters, this. He's a guy. Yeah, uh, but again, there's no reason why you couldn't just be Tony Masters with an I instead of a Y, and then just have Taskmaster be a woman throughout, like just a woman. Or Danya Masters, well, or give them a good fucking character. We got nothing though. Yeah. Well, also, nothing for character and nothing for. <laughs> well, why is this? Is it, yeah, this what, should be a lost, right? Is, yeah, well, Muller, the way, the way is, he's is he gonna it. ding it? Oh, yeah, the way he's yeah. saying it, it's like a flaw. Yes, well, yes, we'll totally. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, let's. You know. I guess we'll, we'll see. But is he gonna ding it? Oh, he's he dings it for a win. He says that's well, a win. Well, says it's a win. No. That should lost. So, so, so the win is just that Olga Kurilenko plays Taskmaster. Then is that the win? Or is the win him figuring out that well, Olga but the like, giving himself a win, yeah. I guess the thing is, the concluding statement is, "Don't do this, ding." Like, what? <laughs> Don't do this, win. Like, <laughs> win. What? Yeah. Oh, what? 
Sometimes at least I, we get. I wonder if he forgets when he's writing his script that he just he makes a like comment and then dings is. and he doesn't even know it's just yeah. it's just become second nature where he just dings it after everything he says. I think he really needs like a sign above his his computer screen that says this is a win just to remind himself what he's doing because mm -hmm. like yeah, that yeah. that that was just him congratulating himself for figuring out it has to be correct to be a win or something good like wins are things like just the definition of win <laughs> yeah on his screen we're stretching the word win himself. at this point i don't know what it means what? anymore just yeah, like what, what, a, his what entire we... rule set just like stuck to his monitor just like all right and the, okay good. he gets away with all of this despite like the inception of the channel and the appreciation this channel gets is in opposition to cinema sins they're like oh this is way better because cinema sins is like toxic this is like celebratory but i'm just like they're exactly the same there is no fucking difference it's the same except one's positive and one's negative. It's the same that's... except he calls one a win, whereas the other one calls the same thing a sin. I was going to say, that's why I don't really see any difference oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> They're both true. terrible yeah. at this. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't bill your actors like this unless you want me and like eight other people to figure out your twist before it's even set up. That implies that by saying that eight other people figured it out, that implies that very, very few people figured it out. Right. Because that's nine but... people. Which, of course, that's not even the case. A lot of people figured yeah. it out. Yeah. So that's where the Bowtie logo comes from. It has nothing to do with spiders at all. Why is I, it a win? Uh, why is why that, that a win? win? Why did you give it a win? <laughs> also, it's not a Bowtie logo. It's a Black Widow logo. They didn't see like, oh, yeah, we're going to give it a Bowtie. The, uh, the logo is a Bowtie. It's not the hourglass on the back of a Black Widow. <laughs> For the front yeah, that's that's like, actually pretty insane. That he... That's one of the most explicit. <laughs> he is like, I do not understand the iconography for Black Widow. Win. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's so weird. Are not I wise, Father? <laughs> Don't credit this. Over top young girls being sterilized and turned into assassins kind of makes you want to say. Really, Troy? Really, Laney? Was selling out and getting corporate jobs really the worst thing you could imagine? What the fuck? That, no, that was a joke. What? The joke is, hey, you know how you sold out? It could be worse. You could be kidnapped from your family. <laughs> to become an Why is that a I don't know. That might be good for some people. Maybe what, they're really what shitty a, families. It just feels like a really weird non sequitur. Like, what is this? What? Why is this a win? It's happening? a joke. You, it's a joke it, yeah. and it's a win. I made a joke, guys. And it's, it's his joke. He yeah, made a joke and gave joke, the film yeah. a win for his joke. His joke. <laughs> Which wasn't even funny. We gotta, yeah, I've just read one. the next one. We gotta hear this first before I can respond. You know he's a bad guy if he's with Clinton. Political wins. Come for the obscure references. Stay for the biting political commentary. So he's that with, wasn't, that was a relevant sorry. president at the time. That's why he's with Clinton. Not because they're saying Clinton specifically is an evil president. Yeah. Does he think if they wanted to say that? Yeah. <laughs> to clarify, when was when was Clinton's presidency? Uh, ninety two to ninety. Yeah. And this is set ninety five, so that's why that's yeah, why he's there. That's why he met him. The idea yeah. is it's not because all of the exactly he's in power. It's not because they're saying every person who meets with him is evil. That's not the point. Wouldn't it be uh, weird that he meets with a president and gets his face and everything out there? That seems odd. 
Yeah, that seems kind of counterintuitive. But didn't uh, one yeah. of the Marvel movies yeah. reference Obama once, and so Obama's canon? Well, in the Marvel how, universe, just I, but, it's but how can he be canon if the president they rescued in twenty? I guess he was a one-term <laughs> president. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, in the MCU, Obama was a one-term president, which is one more terms than he should have had. But you know, biting political biting political commentary. Biting political well, that's not what you come for, but. <laughs> Wilson and the other guy, the incredible shrinking convict. Put some respect on Scott Lang's name. Rogers Why is that, Why a is win? that a win? Oh my God. <laughs> win, I guess. So the... he's, just saying, he's just saying words at this point. So see, oh, what I would have done if I was trying to draw a win out of that statement from Ross is I think it's pretty consistent with Ross's character that he doesn't take a lot of these things seriously. He considers them threats in terms of... Um, mm -hmm. Uh, he, he considers them things that he has to solve problems, right? But Scott Lang is not taken seriously by like everybody, and that's uh, something that he has trouble with. He's, he's like fallen asleep when he's introduced in, in Civil War, and then of course like Tony's like I don't even know who you are, and he's just like fuck's sake. The idea that he's like the incredible shrinking convict is like yeah, because they captured him. He probably doesn't take him seriously as much as he does the others. It makes sense that he might refer to him that way instead of Scott Lang. That's the best I got. And I, I would I would say that most law enforcement types would wouldn't really take uh, somebody's assumed identity very seriously. They're like, okay, Mister Anderson, lower your weapon. You're coming with us. Like they're not going to go by like, uh, oh, you know, uh, uh, Billy the Kid or whatever. They're going to go by their real name or Mister you know, name or whatever, something like that. Like they they wouldn't. It, granting them a special identity is kind of almost granting them power so i don't think they would necessarily do that or be inclined to do that so i think Sorry. It's right. i'm a ben poon slayer yeah. mm -hmm. at this point i'm really confused and also disappointed Ooh. at the execution of cinema wins very concept he's supposed to be even pointing out wins and i thought that would be stretches like it'd be really pushing to try and compliment the film but it's not it's actually even pointed out flaws and counted them as wins and yeah. it's like a contradicting well, the concept the... from your channel what's well, going thing, on chad you see here's the thing chad that's really easy so confused so really, this is just like cinema things. Like, here's the thing. Here's cinema another thing. Statements. Yeah, <laughs> cinema, cinema things. Yeah. <laughs> cinema things. Cinema stuff. <laughs> and it dings the thing counter. <laughs> thing counter. Hey, that was a thing. That was <laughs> Something. A thing. Ooh, look, ding. Natasha's nose. Ding. And it's cinema still, things. Oh, no, instead of ding, it says thing, but like high pitch. You gotta commit to the ding counter aesthetic. The thing, yeah, thing. You know, oh, somebody, somebody said in chat, cinema dings. There you go. That's even better. Cinema <laughs> things, not cinema dings. The ding is the sound it makes. Cinema <laughs> things. That's the, the his, his whole thing is he points out things. It's great. Like, I had a I had a very low expectation of the concept of what he was gonna do here, and he has even fallen short of that. <laughs> it's just. I'm sorry, yeah, he could man. be. He, he could be doing better than this, but yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> the poor guy is desperate. Got no friends. Where are you gonna go? I've lived a lot of lives before I met you, Ross. Ooh, breakup burn. Oh my god! Did, Shut the. I lived a lot off. of lives before I met you. That's not a burn. Yeah, Ross has lived up? a lot of lives before he met him. <laughs> he's, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, that's not a burn. Not you have a very low bar for well, things in general, but also. Burns? Mm, burns? Yeah, because he's, he's had a few. Not the Maybe. first burn he's mentioned. 
he thinks looking at a stove is a burn. Mm-hmm. Touch the stove. Oh, no, I got a cinema thing. References. Cinema thing. It's they're punching. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, it's just a cinema thing. He's gonna praise this. He's totally gonna praise this. And before he does, remember how much he doesn't use a fucking gun in this whole scene. That's that's a fun okay. part to it. Is he is he gonna call it an Arya Stark move or something? I, I think he's just gonna say the choreography is good. <laughs> Yo, okay. apparently the widows don't mess around. Crazy way to make it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Do you know this only yeah. now? The widows don't mess around. The will class assassins shit. trained from fucking almost birth to kill. <laughs> like they, they don't mess around. Bad job of it. Attacking someone with a knife when you had a gun the whole time almost is like the sounds like messing around. Messing around. Yeah, and yeah. the most direct thing you could do to beat your opponents. Also, uh, how much does she struggle with this person who just got hit by a car when you're armed and ready to kill? <laughs> it's just like, okay. Yeah, fair amount. Could have been a lot, lot easier if you just shot her. She was already stunned and injured. <sighs> Make us immediately feel this is Yelena and sympathizing with her and at the same time showing how powerful the mind control is. Widows are brutal. Mm, uh, I mean, no. Sorry, They're what was dumb. the first part of that? Crazy way to make us immediately feel funny about knowing this is Yelena and sympathizing with her at the same time funny. showing how powerful the mind control is. What's funny? Well, that's like two things. About, that's like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like those two can't coexist. So if we're supposed to be like, ooh, it is Yelena, but she's kind of cruel, but also she was completely mind controlled. You're like, wait, so you wouldn't feel funny then. You'd just be like, yeah, she was mind controlled, now she's free. Yeah, I think I would be just sympathizing with her, not feel funny. Yeah, I think that's what the point of the scene is, especially when she, like, you know, leans over the body and she's almost crying because she's had to kill a friend yeah. of hers. Like, I don't think there's, I don't think that's supposed to be a mixture of feelings. I think we're supposed to be like, she was evil or controlled and then uh, non-controlled. No, what, what, what's he mean by feel funny? Because Elena was, like, beating the crap out of the other lady. Was that why he said it felt funny? I got nothing. Also, it's kind of a missed opportunity that we see her under my control for what, maybe 30 seconds or less? And it doesn't like, we, really affect her going forward at all? Not at all. We, we, we get none of the gravity of her being under my control for her you entire get a line. life. You know, you get a line here and there, you know, being like, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> it has like, been known never... to be referenced. Yeah, it's like I've never, I've never picked out clothes before. Sad. <laughs> but okay. Um, a lot of people would be like, thank God you've never had to pick out clothes before. <laughs> I see maybe the compliment I would give is just like the how fast she goes from being what seems to be like a ruthless killer to this caring soul shows the power of the mind control. I don't know about this whole feeling funny thing. Yeah, she would at least be incredibly sheltered, naive and or just completely neurotic, borderline, you know, autistic because she wouldn't know how to interact with people. Yeah, her whole and life has be been training to uh kill people yeah widows are brutal by you all i thought we'd move past the mid 90s what what because she said what? roxanne oh things hmm. <laughs> it's a reference that's what people would sin, sin cinema sins for was he would just say reference and then ding and he does the same thing but it's not even a reference because her name is uh I think Oxana. Oxana, yeah. Not, 
Roxanne, right? Or Roxana. I, I fucking whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're referencing this thing song, it's Roxanne, isn't it? Well, there's some commitment. As no. -uh. Well, what other choice do you have? Also, that's insanely dangerous to stab yourself in the thigh where she, all those big juicy blood vessels are. She also are. drags oh. the knife down. It's like, oh, you're doing some cutting there. And again, I can't get over how the fact that she knows where it is. She would never know and where also, it is. And also, I don't know. It's just... Mm. So I'm, I'm reading ahead. As the copies of their fighting style mutant, rewatching the airport fight from Civil War makes sense. So making sense is good. Just to again confirm, we've, we've oh, are, are you do you just like it when things make sense? Well, in fairness, he's just it could be a joke. He's like, I understand why he's watching this one or she's watching this one because it's an awesome fight. Um, well, he's saying also he's got the little semicolon, so they're actually two separate statements. Oh, so he is saying so he is saying that if it makes sense, that's, oh, wait, but... that's something. That's why wouldn't it just let's watch... listen to him say it because his, the way why wouldn't it just it watch all fights though? Why would it make sense? Why does it make any more sense to watch the Civil well, War it's one? It's funny, right? Because what you're saying is, if something makes sense, it's good. But why does it make... It only makes it sense in makes its sense? footage to watch. Like, not specifically that it's the fight from Civil War. Unless it's yeah. that it's the most recent one. And so you've got the... That's, the a, that's a more specific compliment, but he didn't do, say that. But he didn't say that. Yeah, that was... We were doing the legwork yeah. on his book. I don't know if... I don't know also if we went over this when we first, well, uh, the first time we went over this movie, but that's one little pet peeve when people watch the movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, this footage, this was, we're watching the, the previous movie. It's like, what, was there a camera there? Was there surveillance footage? I don't um, know. Well, this, this is at, probably, I guess, this, yeah. This looks like B-roll footage, though. Let's, like, okay. well, like so I'll agree with that. The, the positioning of the camera doesn't look like it's on a building. It looks like it's floating above them. Also, super high quality for an airport security camera as well. It's like HD 4K image. Look at that resolution. That frame rate. Yeah, frame rate's a big thing too. Style mutant. Yeah, I know she's not a mutant in this yeah, one. Yeah, look at that. We That's watching a... the airport fight Why from Civil moving? War makes sense. Also, it <laughs> yeah, was an awesome fight, moving. so definitely can't blame her. Also, her mask is dope and intimidating. No, it's stupid and dumb. Dope mm. and intimidating. It's it 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 reeks of tryhard Call of Duty battle pass. Like the urban Skeletor looks like Skater Skeletor or something. We just like, why? <laughs> Fuck you, He Man. I'm doing an ollie. Yeah, look <laughs> we go. I'm meeting uh, Tony Hawk, He Man. <laughs> just on the topic, how do you think they could have adapted Taskmaster? Because he was basically a skull with a hood uh, in the comics. You, you could have done a bajillion different you things. You have so much free reign. You have right. so many I'll, options. I want to hear examples. Give me examples. Well, like, you want me to visually what describe what it should oh, look yes. like? Yes, impress me. I can find, I can probably Google images some skull skull masks that look better. Let me just uh, go skull mask. Unfortunately, when you Google Taskmaster, instead of the actual comic one, most of the ones that come up now are the Taskmaster. Well, just Google yeah, Taskmaster, just go to Taskmaster comic. comic. You could just Taskmaster yeah. comic. Yeah. You got Taskmaster here from Spider-Man. Could have done that. Oh, he's like an actual skeleton boy. He, yeah, it's not. Yeah, he's got like an actual skull face. Kind of like Red Skull in a way. Is there, yeah. is there, what's the comic reason for that? Is he just a skull person? No, Anyone just likes him, I guess. Not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's probably tons of uh, ancient and medieval style helmets that are decorative that resemble the shape of a skull that look way better than the crap in Black Widow. 
Yeah, I'm just I asking, think, is, yes. is he an actual skull? Like, is that his head? Or is it a mask? No, he's a guy. He's, he is. Well, in that he case, yeah, it'll be easy to do that, I would say. Just get a skeleton helmet, like, that's... And with that's the it. hood, putting a lot of shade on it, like, it, it'll look... It'll probably look pretty good, I'd imagine. Potentially. I think it's just weird when you think about how... If this isn't this uh, organization, why did... What's with the spooky skull helmet? Was like, if this decision? is the organization... Yeah, <laughs> like, why... How come why did they pick Drakov green light uh, greenlit that thing? It's well, just, it seems for the same reason he greenlit so, all the other fucking costumes. They're all shit. Um, the P the PlayStation Four Spider Man version of Taskmaster isn't half bad. Yeah, you can use that. You got options here. Oh yeah, the PS Four Taskmaster looks way better than what we got in Black yeah, Widow. It makes it kind of like a gas mask a little bit. I like that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. It's it's not covert at all. It's a fucking absurd outfit, and it makes it so obvious. Like, you know in Budapest when they're running around and stuff, it's like all the cameras would have caught this guy with a skull suit mask thing. Like, it's not it's not either at all undercover, but that goes the same for the Black Widows. Also, the big visors, it's not intimidating either, especially with you if you've got the... Because if it's trying to be a skull... Then generally skulls will have the two circles so that in black for the you know the hollowed out aspects of a skull, not this big like bicycle or it looks like a ski visor, which yeah, is yeah. really not intimidating at all. It's like an edgy edgy uh, snowboarder mask or something like that. That's what I kind I know. Of yeah, yeah, I think of extreme sports when I look at him. I'm like, look at yeah. you. Yeah, BMX. Yeah. You know, it would have been terrifying. They wouldn't have gone this route. But you know, it would have been terrifying. I don't know the backstory of Taskmaster at all, so I don't know what what he is. What if he's like supernatural or whatever? But if they, I mean, Natasha's uh, sort of uh, camouflage mask where she can pretend to be other people, that was must have been developed by Drakov's people right how terrifying would that be to have a, an assassin who can mimic anybody's fighting style who could also uh cover up their face and become anybody so literally anybody in the world could be taskmaster at least anybody with that build there's so many That'd be a, a fucking fight scene opportunities they would have had i'm just picturing like on the bridge blackwood is like dominating by pushing him all the way back one area and then as he learns more, it like stops in position, and then he starts pushing her back, because like he's just able to counter everything. And that, how much you lose a sense of morale if every single throw, like punch you throw, is just counted and blocked, and you get hit like over and over again. There's, it's the it's the Thanos Hulk fight. They did it. They did it in that. It was really quick, and they didn't do it like once for Taskmaster and Taskmaster's movie. Yeah, and I, you know, retreading old ground, but I, I love the idea of like you seeing that UI is like switch, you know, uh, Hawkeye mode switch, you know, uh, Hulk yeah. mode, Iron Man mode switch, you know, like that would be so interesting and interactive. And that's that's the weakness that they can defeat him yeah. with. Is, yeah. Oh well. Something about. Always nail the theme home by sticking to the familial slash oh, relationship, yeah, but they're not allowed to be in the movie. Sorry, familial slash relationship terminology. So, so like just mentioning divorce? your brother, sister, mother, daughter, whatever, just doing that, you're on theme. Like, okay. Doesn't even, it doesn't even matter how it's said or where it's said, it's just, just as long as you say it. Okay. Which are, they're pretty common as words go, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> 
No, it's, it's Budapest. Budapest. This conversation makes me think that she and Clint had already had this argument before they talked about it in Avengers since she lets him This thing makes me think of a thing, Clint. Like Budapest all over again! You and I remember Budapest well, very differently. She didn't care to correct him in the middle of battle. That might also be another reason. I mean, it's, uh, what, are you, what do you make Why of that? that? You're just like, lost. okay, fine. All right, yeah, like that's what a lot of these are just, okay, I guess, you yeah. know? Man, this right. is the best box die job I've ever seen. Oh. Why that win? I mean, I feel like dyeing her hair is a skill that she'd pick up. A well, I thought life, but I thought right. the joke here was it's clearly a wig. This is not the dye that's done that. But, but then he gives it a win. It's like, oh. Uh, okay. Well, that's the thing. Things can he's, be losses, but also wins in Cinema Sins world. Like he's literally kind of doing Cinema Sins now. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Yeah, like the equivalent in Cinema Sins, Wins, yeah. Sins video would have been like, that is a wig. Like, it's not, you know, and then <laughs> ding for Sin. Instead, he's turned that into a win here. And again, I don't see the fucking difference between these two creators really anymore. Some obvious nods to Moonraker in here, Jaws and Taskmaster. What, with them watching the, the film? Jaws and Taskmaster, what exactly is... How do you connect Jaws and Taskmaster that much? I don't know. Jaws is holding. Do you guys remember the same goons? number of lines he says? What? Goons have the same number of lines. The base up in the sky, or well, space, and also even spies. he's struggling. <laughs> That's a stretch. But sorry, on a meta kind of thing, I've always wondered how people would contextualize movies like James Bond in this universe where such crazy, ridiculous stuff is actually real. It's like James Bond would just be... In the same way not... war movies. Yeah, that would be like considered a more historical fiction than... So, like, people in chat are saying, like, well, I guess they're, they're both muscle. It's like, but why is that? Like, oh, yeah, you know what? A lot of villains have muscle. That's true. So that's why yeah, we see, like, he's trying to connect Moonraker to this film because it's referenced as her watching it. What is, it's like, well, you know, Taskmaster and Jules are both goons. Oh. Okay. I mean, in the original, the original first Hitman movie, they have a snapshot of somebody playing the Hitman game. Is that a win? I don't know. Just reference. Yes, that's, that's That's more of a win than this, to that's me. A, that's a mega win. I, I wonder if he's going to be like, there are also guns in Moonraker. There are guns in this. You know. Spies! Well, yeah, spies. Spies, yes. I love spies. The same The base up high in the sky, well, space. And also that's space. You know what? Lazy, too. You didn't yeah, get any footage space. from Moonraker. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Yeah, that's work. But really, I just love that Nat watches spy movies for fun, and based on knowing the lines, she watches them a lot. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. I guess Stop doing that. You're just I... saying what happened. <laughs> All right. You know, that's... Uh... <laughs> but he, he likes it and it's worth a win. But for Natalia to watch James Bond, is this like, you know, professional critique oh, instead? It's just like, yeah, I would have done it differently, Bond. It's such an amateur. You'd, you'd expect them to do that. The, the, the try and have some fun with it, but at the no, same time, no, we'd expect would... them to die. Yeah, I, I would know? like it if, if we saw her just. I don't know if, if, if this was built on someone else. Like maybe she'd referenced it before in some of the films. And then we see that what would she be doing if she's trying to stay undercover and she's sitting in this thing all alone? It's like maybe she would watch some Bond movies. That's fine. 
I think it's surface level. I think it's that she's kind of like a spy. John, James Bond is a spy movie. She's watching James Bond. Oh look, she's reciting the lines. She must have watched this a few times because she likes spy movies because she's a spy. And I'm sitting there like, I'm not sure spy spies would just like spy movies. I imagine that, that you could get the opposite result, right? I mean, what, you think plumbers love Mario? <laughs> what was that, sorry? They'd have comments about it more, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like they'd be critical. Like, wait a second, well, that's not I'd... how a pipe works. Yeah, I can't give a one-to-one -one example because I'm not a medieval person, but a medieval enthusiast, I tend to dislike <laughs> most medieval period yeah, films because of how doctors and nurses. They are. are you a you're a medieval advocate? Yes, I am. A lot of doctors, nurses, firemen, police, like when they watch different things about those things, procedural detectives watching detective shows, they can get. You know what? Regular people can get fucking pissed off watching detective shows, isn't that right, Fringy? Um, yeah, that's absolutely true. And so, I just picture that when they're experts, they're gonna get even more pissed off or whatever. But they could also just be like, yeah, I mean, I like all films. So, I just think it's lame. It's like, she would like yeah. spy movies because she's a spy. You're like, wow, you really thought oh. about that for five seconds, didn't you? There's <laughs> there's even a genre on YouTube where you got doctors commenting on, like, House and other medical yeah. shows, right? Yeah, oh yeah, so... to, to clarify, there's a lot of stuff that these people end up saying is, like, really good. Like, really fucking accurate mm -hmm. and stuff but yeah this could oh, be literally literally uh oh rebecca you know or, or whatever her name is natasha she's a spy let's have her watch james bond and the conversation yep and man that's that's about it too that's the we're, we're right before the film goes insane so <laughs> that... well before we continue and detective shows kind of came up and it seems like fringy you don't like detective shows no, no. Yeah, no, Fringy, what the no, fuck? That, uh, what, yeah. that, wasn't, that wasn't the point okay. that was raised. It's that okay. you don't need to be a fan of any particular... You don't even need... You don't need expertise in any specific field to have more or less of an interest in anything, oh, yeah. really. Completely agree. In terms of media. Um, but just because like... we're on detective-type shows, I just want to say, I love The Mentalist. I haven't seen that. I've not seen uh, that. I, right up until the red John arc is completed, it's brilliant. It gets a bit off the rails after that. But, ah, uh, yeah, Patrick Jane, one of the most charming characters, uh, and really enjoyable stuff. Very well. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's see what he's going to say about... I'm actually looking forward now to the parts where this film goes insane, because he's going to have to contrive positives from it. Even though we've been essentially trained to expect jump scares and explosions out of nowhere, this one got me. Obviously, All right, that jump, one jump got scare. you. Jump scare, that's why it's... That's a jump scare. scare. Oh, okay. Uh, fucking baby, but alright. I mean, I, I, that's not... I don't uh, criticize anybody for getting jump scared by stuff like that. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I'm just saying it's lame to compliment it for Hold being a jump Hold the line, Mahler. Fuck that. Jump scares, I hate them because of that, Rex. When they go... It's like, yeah, you, you made me jump. Good job. Oh, no, 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 that, I'd be like, yeah, but this? Um, this one, I, I can't know, remember I... how I initially reacted to this, other than just being fucking confused. I was other, like, than, other than, like, oh, so she's dead. Fuck fear flashes, yeah. But, um, it, amazing fear that... Fear flashes! He's gonna try and get through this scene, and, like, we've gone through a decent chunk of it by simply saying, the jump scare worked on me. Like, okay. Walk alike. 
seeing Olga Kurylenko walk and taking all the femininity out of her walk makes sense both as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> taking all the femininity out of her walk. That's definitely what they did. No, that no, no. That's definitely what they did. It's they took out the femininity of her walk. I think the theory makes way more sense that they didn't actually plan to make her a girl at this point of filming because this would have been done so long ago and that there's just little bits and bobs around that imply that they, they might have gone with Tony Masters before uh, bringing uh, Kate Shortland on. The, oh, I, there's pieces I of information this... that can match the narrative. I just find it funny that it's a guy. He walks like a guy. They didn't take yeah. the feminine walk away from Olga Kirilenko. Why would you even try to say that? never had it to take it away. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned this in my review of Black Widow. I thought the guy who was going to play Taskmaster was the spy friend of Black Widow. Apparently not. Like That would have made more sense as a person okay. than anything. <laughs> The black guy, yeah, I, f I forgot. The black guy, wait, wait. Black guy, no, Hawkeye. No, 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 the guy that gives him his, her, the, the connections and whatnot. I oh, uh, oh, Mason is yeah. his name. What, sorry? His name is Mason. Are you talking about the one that is Mason. like a handler? Yeah, the handler guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, that was, apparently that was a potential when they were making this film that he, it was going to be revealed that he was uh, Taskmaster the whole time or something like that, which, yeah, I could see them doing that too. Um, that makes more sense than oh surprise! It's incredible. The, the, the he said this though because like none of the other fucking Black Widows women remove their women walks. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> women walks. He's saying that like, that happened because I, I they were guess. mind controlled. Like, I'm sorry. Why would you? Why is it you want to make them walk like a guy? What? Why would that exactly be? A, like this is some sort. Yeah, it's acting like this is some sort of like clever maneuvering on the part of the handlers filmmakers. Of like, like oh, yeah, you, you crafted yeah. they stupid... sure did fool you by removing Taskmaster's feminine walk we're and giving... also using clearly a man as the suit wearer. But yeah, we're ooh, giving... they got you. We're giving the mind control to majority women, if not all exclusively women. Make sure they walk like men, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what are you? Why? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter it's, if they're men or women if they're standing around in the middle of the street said, with machine guns and goofy outfits. He said it hides her identity. Do you know what else hides it? The fucking body. <laughs> like, is what you, like, I, I guess he's saying, like, oh, if Taskmaster would have walked like a woman. I, it's like, yeah, walking like a woman wouldn't have revealed who Taskmaster <laughs> really was. It wasn't like Natalia would say, oh, it's you because you're I just a woman. assumed it was a mega Black Widow, it essentially. Be, it'd like, be so yeah, funny if, like, Black Widow. It, he does the female walk, but as this body, and then we're like, oh my god, now I know who it is. You're like, who? You're like, woman. <laughs> like, woman. Or it would be funny if they had the clearly man in this outfit walk like a woman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To try and sell it. Yeah. And then, that, uh, was a, that was but a funny idea. It's not only funny, it's stupid in terms of he's saying it protects her identity. It's like, oh, we got our identity. What's your information? Woman. Oh. That narrows oh. it down. <laughs> now we know exactly who it is. I, I mean, she, uh, I guess Olga had That doesn't even make fucking... If, if... Sorry, I'm pissed off at this point because he's trying to say <laughs> it's a good thing. It hides her identity by convincing people it's a guy. It's like, how is it helpful to be to know that it's a girl or a guy? How does that narrow it down? It's it like knocks it's, out half the population. No, it's 3.5 billion the, people who it can't No, no. The, the, the difference, Rags. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't, no, I don't, don't. Okay. I, I, so he's saying no. now that we know, uh, not knowing it's a girl means it protects her identity, but we know it's a guy. So why did it make any difference? 
it doesn't achieve anything. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's either, I see what it's you're either saying. 50% of people or it's 50%. It's like, it has thank, to be thank one goodness. Or the other anyway, so what's the point? Yeah, thank goodness well, we convinced it's, them it's, it's a guy rather than a girl. We didn't want to narrow down the identity. It's like. <laughs> it's yeah, wrong yeah, on multiple yeah. levels. It changes nothing whether it's a guy or a girl, and it doesn't help you at all. Either way, it's a, anything, a significant portion of people. Anything, it's, it's still 50% of the population. Well, this is making me wonder what would actually change if Taskmaster presented as a female instead of presenting as a guy. And the only thing I can think of would be people's response and reactions. They might, maybe, take him less seriously if they knew that he was a girl because they think girls... What if they underestimate well. him? Maybe that's good. In the, yeah, and that could be a useful thing because if you underestimate him, the, she could get the upper hand. But this is also the MCU where, you know, women just in the comic book universe can fight easily as well as guys, and so that really wouldn't mean much in the end either way, so... And then, so, someone just mentioned, isn't it 51% of women on Earth? Or it might what be a, whatever, what, what, whatever. Think, no, no, that's important, because that means it's better to make it, people believe it's a girl. You have oh, more by people. 1%? Oh, you just made sense. a fucking stink about more numbers, so shut the fuck up. 51 is more than 49. That means <laughs> okay. you have more... If you're going to put effort into making her come across as a guy to protect her identity based on, like, people who have to search all of men, it's like, well, there's more women, so just don't hassle with all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. people think it's and a woman. Mauler, Mauler. But the thing is, if people know that she's a woman, that means they can exclude half the population already, and they have less work to sift through. You know, it's still several billion people, but it's less work to sift through you know to what? find out who she really is. The so, ultimate... So, that, yeah, checkmate, man. The ultimate thing to do would have been half a man's walk and half a woman's walk, because you can't be well, one sure. One leg each? Yes. yes. Yeah, the left... Yes. Yeah, you, you mess around oh, with yeah, the brain yeah, so that the left half you. is female and the right half is male. And so it's like, it's like, yeah. So now so you have to check everybody. <laughs> and, and Rags, well, when you say half, half, are you saying like there's one boob on one side and then a pectoral on the other to really throw I mean, you, you, you could just have the right side be a fat dude so it's a boob anyway. Oh, yeah. I okay. feel like, if anything, that just narrows down substantially. <laughs> Search the world for someone who's half male, half female, <laughs> right down the middle in a line. Right this person like, is oh, very that's like four people. Yeah, this is a very unique person. <laughs> Ultimately, his point is: it's great that they removed Taskmaster's female walk so that it protects her identity. What a stupid thing to say for many reasons that we just went over. And also, it probably wasn't even. The woman is probably yeah. Andy Andy Lister, the the main stunt coordinator for Olga's character. Yeah, like most Start most of the stuff was know. done by Andy Lister. He's done X Men. He's done Spider Man uh, stunts. He's a really good stuntman. And I, I I don't imagine the conversation went on on set like, "Hey Andy, don't walk like a woman." <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think they actually gave a fuck. He just got out of the fucking car and walked. And there were, no one yeah, said yeah. like, "Make sure you don't do it too womanly." <laughs> I would want to give it away. <laughs> God, he's about to ding a, a win for this. Since she's being mind controlled. What? Oh, what? we're just complimenting what? the slow mo. Is that what that was? The, the, co the cool slow motion with the block is the yup. That's a thing. Yep. Okay. What? So is that cool? I guess. Instead of aiming for like. Yeah, so Taskmaster teleported over there, he got the shield yeah. out without making a noise when it was embedded into the car, and then uh, she doesn't shoot anywhere else other than the shield, despite being that, incredibly... Like the shield can be thrown yeah. into a car, it's so hard it sticks there, but whatever. 
it makes her look pretty dumb. She's like just continually shooting into the shield and you'd guess after the first shot that it deflects, you'd get the idea that it's kind of useless, but no, she just keeps shooting in the same spot. It's just also, somewhere else. Completely gave up a, an advantage of not of being behind somebody. Like she literally did a, you know, nothing personal kid and teleported behind uh, Black Widow and then did nothing with it. Just ended up, you know, blocking some bullets, but they, she had several seconds there where she could have, you know, sneak striked her and with, without, without any opportunity of uh, noticing her, but uh, movies. And it, and he's probably about to compliment the one part of the fighting in all this movie that I think a lot of us actually liked. And I'm just sitting here like, if you're going to be consistent though, the rest of it was shit. But you're not going to say that. Oh, no better way to cement what Taskmaster's power is than to have her. That never happens again. That's yeah, it. That's literally it. This is the only thing that he does in the entire movie. This this exists only to remind you that it was the only time it was used. Well, I get the impression he's going to be like, yeah, but remember he had Black Panther claws, and then there was the part <laughs> where he did like the Bucky knife thing. And Not the same. Like, that doesn't mean anything. So he just had those, but it didn't amount to anything. Well, of course, it's it's. It's not being used in a creative way against other people. It's just an aesthetic. It is, it is yeah, basically. It's and just like, ooh, guys, remember, this is Taskmaster, because you forgot. It's so lame. Like, the, 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 we never get any kind of... The one I wanted was, um, like, real-time learning. And this is the closest we got, because she used it on him, and then he managed to reflect it back, which could be because he already knew... Or it could be because he learned in that moment. But, like, man, none of that is in the movie. And he's like, this cements it. Like, uh-huh. Cements is a funny way to say it. I mean, it is cement in that it dries off and then now it's not malleable well, at all. Again. If generally when you say this cements that, then it is not the first example of it happening. It is the final very... It's the nail in the coffin, essentially. To coin another yeah. phrase, this is what really drives the point home to where it is undisputable. This cements well, the fact that it's it's like when you say it's written in stone. Yeah, yeah, it, um, it is the end. It is the finale in a sense. You've you've done and it. And the You're only on. thing you can say as a reference before this one, excluding third party stuff, is him watching the screens. But that's not I really guess. anything, is it? They could have done no, that in post after the movie was done because they were like, oh, fuck, that's right. This is supposed to be Taskmaster. Quick, add a scene where she's looking at people doing yeah. stuff. Does she this use that in the film? No, but yeah. Also, we're, uh, we'll be getting to the visor stuff soon. I can't wait. Immediately hey. steal signature move in the middle of not performing it. Also love that as Taskmaster's HUD is telling her to go after the vials, all the other data concerning Nat fades away. Right, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's, but there that's it is. a bad... That's it's bad. Part of <laughs> so you should delete the threat before going after the main objective. I'm just saying. It's... And this is a weird one to be specific about the criticism, right? Because a lot of people, even on Twitter, were like, isn't he just saying that it's good that the visor would fade the information away in accordance with the visor's goal to, d to say she's not important that vials are? Do you understand? Like, very specifically. Which... Which, even if that was true, that's just like, I noticed how his visor does a really dumb thing. Well, so that's that would be <laughs> yeah. my counter. I think it's all stupid. Why would it ever do that? It's like, this is, this is a threat. Don't I worry will, about it, though. I will use the example that I've given before, which is in a video game. Imagine you're playing a video game, right? Um, 
imagine every time your objective changes or you know alters in some way, you lose the rest of your HUD. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I love no longer knowing what what direction I'm supposed to be going or my compass or how many rounds I have left on my magazine and what my equipment is and anything. Thanks. Well, and, and it's almost worse because it's like your HUD's trying to kill you. It's trying to give you. It's omitting yeah. information that could protect you. It's like, uh, you, yeah. you don't, you don't want to know about Kinda the, the boulder heading right for you, actually. I love this uh, still, too. It's almost like that uh, jealous girlfriend meme where it's like, you know, Natasha's looking at oh, uh, Taskmaster, yeah. <laughs> Taskmaster's like, look at the vials. Yeah. I wonder you sometimes. Vials, vials, not to worry about, yeah. I wonder sometimes when he's writing this shit that he'd be like, isn't it great that it fades away in accordance with the target being the vials, and then his brain is like, really dumb though, isn't it? And he's just like, hmm. Well, I gotta put some points on the score. Yeah, like, the awareness has to be there, and it's just, it must suck. After the vials, all the other data concerning Nat fades away. Which is dumb, because she's uh, right in front of your be. face. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I feel like she's still relevant, because she's like within striking distance of you. She could headbutt you at this range. I feel like you she should still you. care. Yeah, she's, she could stop you from getting the objective. She this does so do that she several is. times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who she it's is. Like, like, complimenting the HUD is dumb. <laughs> because the HUD actually raises so many questions. And he, by like, the way, he's saying she's good. Of course she's good with a shield. Uh, of course she good. just uses it like a normal person would. She holds it up. Good with a shield. Yeah, I just... That's a shield. Yeah, I know like, what that a shield is, is. That is how you use a shield with basic yeah, competency. Like, you hold it up in front of the threat. <laughs> Wait, wait, is that is that a reference because she works at S H I E L D, the organization I figured, that she's good with the shield? I figured he well, so this is again the laziness. He should have shown times where she may have she must she's picked up Cap Shield before, right? And used it. I feel like that might have happened at some point. I'm trying to remember. She she did in Age of Ultron, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And you'd put that clip in there. As and that would be fun if for the, if she actually used the shield in any kind of way that wasn't just I'm blocking things. See, like, uh, of course, she'd be good with a shield. Wait, what? Or, um, or I mean, if you want to add comedy, have her use the shield defensively for a bit, and then she like quips about, "Oh, I, I like now I see why Steve carries this thing around everywhere." Something like that, you know? I'd still Do be something. critical of that because she spent so much time with him and the shield that it would be weird for her to conclude that now. Yeah, I guess. Has she used it to this extent? Maybe this is the most she's ever used it. Um, but wouldn't that still not work that well with seeing what he does with it? Like throwing it into metal cars? Maybe she should be asking. No, 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 Taskmaster Cap. Like noticing how useful it is for him. Yeah. Maybe, but I still, I still, I at least with her using it, there's some difference there. Makes sense. No, she should be dead. Wait, what? Sorry, it's seriously injured. I don't get it. He just said skadoosh. When... Skadoosh. Oh, right. I don't get it. What is that like is a? That... Well, Kung Fu Panda post. I guess he's. Says, yeah, I guess he's just saying it's cool. Yeah, it isn't cool. It's, she should be like not... seriously injured. And also, yeah. how is he that strong? Sorry, how is Taskmaster that strong? And Black Widow, I guess, for surviving. And that, yeah, like this. This <laughs> is like four problems in a matter of three seconds. But yeah. skadoosh, ranks. Skadoosh. I don't Whatever even that rags, yeah. it's a win because he said so. Clearly, cinema things. 
it's a thing. And those people highlighted it's like I'm assuming Skadoosh isn't strictly Kung Fu Panda, or is it? I um, think I only know it from him. I yeah, I only know it from Kung Fu Panda. In that case, yeah, yeah that's what people saying. Else. Like, how does he? How are you referencing Kung Fu Panda here at all? And it's like, I guess it's because he says Skadoosh when he beats person but he's the protagonist yeah. when he defeats the bad guys not when the good guys <laughs> also how broad you know like when you defeat yeah. someone you can say skadoosh like okay well so i just want to say i really Black like the first general. kung fu panda yeah i think it's great i remember I liking it a whole movie month. i uh i really like kung fu panda movie when he's doing I his like training and he too. becomes like he's doing his training and it's unconventional, you gotta train him through food, but then by the end of it he doesn't even want the food anymore. Look at well, this oh, growth. Well, it's a well, good old fashioned, recent, good fun, simple story. With recent news being what it is, maybe there could be a Kung Fu Koopa and Jack Black Jack Black could reprise semi reprise his role as Bowser needing to be trained in Kung Fu in order to be Who would be Mario and him, Luigi. Huh? Oh, just make up a character. Waluigi. No, we can find a character. Waluigi, he's the Shifu. Yeah, he... <laughs> yeah. Waluifu or something. Waluifu. That's going to happen. Master Waluifu. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. Um, Alright, we got, we got paused on the next one here, and it says makes sense that a brainwashed traumatized human weapon would fall for the oldest trick in the book meaning that she the took the vials trick out in the book wait the oldest trick in the book is removing vials from a the case container. so that yeah. if... <laughs> i i don't think that's the oldest trick in the book um also how did she escape that wouldn't he be like right i guess i gotta yeah, chase her because she's got go, fucking vials yeah i'll go get her she's within a stone's throw for me right now i'd better and go she's and, injured you know yeah, and she's clearly very injured. And I've got a, I've, I got a visor that scans God knows fucking why. It probably has thermal vision, right? Probably. You'd think, it does yeah. everything else. It, it can threat assess people by percentages on the fly just by looking at them. So it's like, I guess. Yeah, it's it pretty, be. yeah, top tier. Yeah, it's, it's like that. Go ahead. It's just, it's just um, this seems so post hoc. Like, had this not tricked Taskmaster, he'd be like, it makes sense that a well-trained assassin wouldn't fall for a trick like that. But instead, it's like, no, brainwashed traumatized human would fall for a trick like this, because they did. <laughs> so, well, you know, that's that. I mean, it's kind of also weird to think that this, if you're banking on the naivety of a brainwashed, you know, human, but also this, this person apparently studies all of their opponents to extreme detail, with surveillance footage, you think they would, they would kind of be in the head of their opponents. They'd know the kind of tricks that Nat would be up to. So, and uh, as we saw, eighty-eight percent Natalie, you know, eighty-eight um, percent threat Natalie would not be a problem. One hundred percent attention focused on the vials. They would be able. They would be very much focused on what happened with those vials, and then not just give up on the fight once they're outside of combat range. She grabs the vials as he's jumping toward her with the sword. Like, so he should have detected it, or she should have... Uh, fucking, whenever I say he or she, just assume the, the correct one. I kept, kept, keep getting distracted, because I just think that... I always associate he with, with the Taskmaster in this scene. Same, yeah. I mean, it's a dude fighting, like, you know... Well, yeah, it, I mean, literally, it is, it is Andy Lister that <laughs> we're referring to. Like, That's, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really... It's, it's kind of unfair for us, because it's literally a man up until the point that he, she takes off the helmet, 
<laughs> and then when you put it back on, it's back to beating man. <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> Makes sense. Washed, traumatized human weapon would fall for the oldest trick in the book. Probably hasn't seen a lot of movies, just cinema wins videos. What? John Woo's in Budapest? Before I make you. Oh, because of the dove. Reference. We skipped, we skipped the whole how does she even know how to be here with her pointing guns at each other, which well, doesn't make right, any sense. Why might, are they not? He might go back to it in a moment, you know? He might just yeah. go. He, I don't think Cinnawins is extensive. Goes through the whole thing. Yeah. Thoroughness. When, yes. I, when I hear Cinema Wins, I think thoroughness and accuracy and consistency. Those three okay. things. Ooh, Nat asserting her dominance by forcing Elena to walk backwards no, they and just, stumble No, she just a messed up. Asserting her dominance because she slipped over the fucking thing. This is so weird! <laughs> so weird! That's not... No, that was the actress fucking up. I was about to say, yeah. I would have interpreted it that way. I'd have been like, ooh, they kept that in, I guess, where she slipped over the thing. <laughs> I don't, yeah, uh, asserting her dominance by having no, someone she, else slip. What when if she, Elena just didn't move? Dominance. That would have been awkward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dominance should be her backing down or something. She's just she's still pointing the gun at her. It's, I yeah, just I've never known like, I've never known dominance to be asserted by hoping your opponent slips on something. Like yeah, <laughs> I will assert or, my dominance by having you fuck up on something. And when he says assert dominance, it just makes me picture like the the canine way of asserting dominance. Like she starts peeing on everything. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> what what about dry humping someone to assert dominance? Because dogs do that as well. Even. I mean, if these two want to dry hump, you know. <laughs> what do you? Someone's a Goodell. That what even what is? What would I say? Like, <laughs> she asserts dominance by having her opponent fall over. You see when. I don't know, what's the name of the guy that you play in Dark Souls? Oh, Jim. Like when, Andrew. When Dark Souls is fighting Gwyn, Lord of Cinder, uh, he, he, he makes him stumble a bit when he jumps to swing a sword at you, thereby asserting dominance or something. You can find a way to make it work. Yeah, you probably. just have to change the names. John Souls. John Souls. Alright. No one will understand that when that comes out, but it's fine because no one ever understands Goodell, and that's the beauty of it. I like how yeah, Cinema Wins is totally cogent. It's totally, yeah. super cogent. I just like that how Cinema Wins has devolved into praising outtakes now. I, it's, yeah. It is a, a kind of hilarious to watch someone desperately, because like, that's what I mean. He's not even particularly good at this, like clearly, because there are things you oh, can compliment no, in Black not Widow. Good at all. By forcing Elena to walk backwards and stumble a little. I guess this is why she's the Avenger. <laughs> That's the hey, thing Avengers do. Avengers allowed to be in the movie. She's an Avenger because she makes people trip over when they walk back. <laughs> That's her superpower. Oh, she makes people trip. That's what yeah, makes her make an Avenger. stumble at just the right time. Mm, spell disaster. Just great, great content here. All right, Yelena ain't no oh, That's stupid. Why are you comment? Why really are you? That is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in any movie. Neither of them have wow. their finger on the trigger, too. Yeah, yeah, well, they don't really want to. Yeah, but look at, look at Yelena. Her thumb is like up, <laughs> way up. Yeah, we comment on that on the slide. Yeah. Is also, that wait? We have to clarify with Rags first because this came up in the stream. Is that I mean, good or I bad? Guess I mean, it's it's probably totally neutral. I you don't I don't see it much, but I is guess it you could if you really just wanted to. Having your finger against the uh the little it's thing just... protecting the the trigger. Well, generally, 
when I have mine okay. here. Oh, wait. So, yeah, mine is when I hold mine, my left thumb is underneath my right. I'm right handed. So my left thumb is underneath my right thumb because that's going to be where the mag release is anyway. So my left thumb's on the mag release. But also, it doesn't cover mm -hmm. as much because if you have your, like, you can't really. It's it's really awkward for me to mirror this, where you have your thumb just sort of sticking out. It covers up more of your peripheral vision when you're looking down the sights to have your thumb sticking up like that. Um, so that's weird. Out of curiosity, because yeah, like instinctually, if I'm holding anything like a gun, so uh, do you shoot right-handed, Rags? Yeah, I'm right-handed. So the left is the same for me, even though I'm left-handed for writing. Uh, the right hand's holding the gun, and then the left hand wraps around the bottom. Oh, I didn't know you shot. Hmm. Oh, you bit with being right-handed, okay. So, the, the, that's what feels natural to me. Right hand holds gun, left hand wraps around the bottom of the right hand holding the gun, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you left or right-eye dominant? Left or right? How do you, how do I know? Um... How does uh, one know what their eye dominant? Yeah. I think there's a way to no, test I that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Uh, so, put your, uh, like, uh, put your hands together. Like your, okay. like, your fingers are laced, put your hands together, right? Like praying? Yeah, kind of like you're praying, yeah. Okay. Which of your thumbs is on top? Wait. The left. Your left eye dominant. But I. That's one. That's what one does test. that mean, though? What does that mean? Sorry. Oh, it means that if you like, if you're aiming down this, it's it's your like you know how um. That's oh, like generally if you aim down eye. the sights, what eye do you close and which eye do you keep open? Yeah, like which one do you will you generally use? It's not always a one hundred percent thing, but people are generally in the same way. They're right and left handed. They're going to be left to right eye dominant. There's a few tests you could is do. There a correlation one is um, between left-handedness because I'm right-handed. I think it's opposites, but I'm not certain. Um, I was going to say, if I, I'm I, shooting I'm with right or left, I'd assume I'd just lock the eye related to the arm. I would assume so it, too, right? So if I've got depends, the gun and uh, I put it up against my right arm, I'd close my left eye, right? Because my right eye would be closer to the scope. Yeah, uh, it depends. It's generally not going to be that much of a difference because your head's going to be tilted a little bit anyway. I see. Um, but it's, I mean, you could shoot with both. It's a lot of it's just sort of yeah. what your body kind of naturally does. There's no, I know, sure. there's nothing, you know, big about it. Um, there, there's a few other little tests you could do um, involving like putting your thumb up over something in the distance and then keeping one eye open and the other closed to see what, you know, which, you know, which eye keeps the thumb over the thing. Um, hmm. So someone just asked, like, of... is there any reason they would have the fingers on the trigger? So necessarily, they're not willing to shoot Do you here. Want to shoot? And they're then, acting but like then, they're willing to shoot. Yeah, but then but they actually try and kill each death, other. Nearly. It's bizarre. Yeah, like. Nearly. I think I say in the video, it's like, I don't know what they're trying to do here. I, I don't understand. Like, they, she clearly almost kills Natasha several times in this fight, but she's not willing well, to put her finger on the trigger. Stab her several, she, yeah. she nearly, if she didn't dodge quickly enough, that would have been it. And, yeah. You know, smashing also, a plate yeah. on someone's head is not something you just go, lol. I'd be like, careful. Yeah. Like, I just, and I just in, wanna... uh, in the part that we just saw where they reach for each other's guns and then disarm and switch, the amount of time it takes for them to reach the other gun, like, we're watching it in real time, either one had it plenty of time to pull the other gun back they were just basically waiting there for the other to grab it and they were letting it and it's just clearly an obvious choreographed move that they were doing on purpose for the choreography that it, uh, would not play it, out naturally at all it takes an incredible amount of cooperation from both parties to do that where you're both giving up your gun to the other person yep. while taking theirs and putting it in your hand it's 
It's like the driving scene. Yeah. It takes insane cooperation to uh, have one person control the brakes, one person control the wheel, and to do the perfect spin, yet they do it. Yeah. And I, they do I it actually, without cooperation. They both just do it. <laughs> it's like, okay. There's there were some people at the office I worked at um, who got actual uh, gun uh, disarmament training in case there was like an active shooter. And uh, the first thing you do is you go low and you knock the gun, you know, push the gun up with your hands. You go, you, you duck and push the gun up, uh, up. So your, your primary, your primary goal is to move their line of gunfire away from you before you even attempt to grab the gun. Grabbing the gun would be stupid. Your, your point is to, move the the line of fire away from your face and your body yeah you got to get it pointed away from you it's the most important yeah. thing so trying to grab a gun while you're have one of your hands on your gun and while letting go like yeah that'd be it's a it looks cool for the movie but it doesn't make a whole lot of practical sense i don't think yeah um that's uh someone yeah, said that's how dangerous is smashing a ceramic plate on someone's head it's like that's kind of my point you got to be I, careful. You could it, the scale of damage is probably going to be anywhere from like that was annoying to oh shit I'm bleeding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like a solid Especially because it creates plate? a lot of it takes well, a lot it of feels force. Like, um, this feels to me like the thing where people like if you smash someone over the head with a bottle, probably not going to shatter. That's probably going to kill that person. Yeah, not usually, probably, that's the way to knock people out in movies. Head. Usually. Yeah, that it, is so chance. dangerous hitting someone with a bottle, like, like oh, a isn't solid it, yeah. glass isn't it bottle. more likely to break if it's full or something like that? I'm not sure, but I don't know. all I know is that smashing it and then it just shattering into pieces, they have shatter glasses that they use in films it's to true, make that yeah. happen. But a real and one, yeah, in real life, it's the same with shattered sorry, glass as well, right? There's a reason sorry, why when people do Funny thing. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Sorry to cut in. Uh, no in the fight scene on the sh on my short film, we got to do that. We use the shattered glass and um, Dalen grabs a, a like a fake bottle and smashes one of the stuntmen in the head with it and just bursts into pieces. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, well, I got to experience that firsthand live. It was awesome. That probably would have been really fun. Yeah. Um, oh, oh sorry, no. I just, just fun reference in that Batwoman episode where she goes to knock all the glasses off the table, but because they're made of that, like, sugar glass or whatever, they all smash before she's even thrown them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, when she, when she brushes them off, they start to shatter. Yeah. I that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, could really just have, you could have just used real yeah, glass use, for that. Well, and if they didn't break on the ground, just add in the glass well, breaking sound real, effect if you need it. So the thing is, you could use real glasses, but glasses dangerous yeah you get like, you get contractual is. issues safety precaution well, stuff it's, it's there's a reason why they use shattered glass as well when people jump through windows because the reality is if you jump through a oh window, yeah for it's that probably not, yeah it's probably not gonna break but if it does well, break you're in a lot of trouble when so, you land on so the this ground. is the thing that i assume happens if you were to ever try and do a big hollywood production rags is there like just throw a fucking real bottle and then some guy walks up to rags like we can't do that like this contract here, yeah. this safety restriction Whoa. here, we can't do a real bottle. And then Rags is like, look, actor, are you okay with pushing a bottle onto the floor? And they're like, yeah. And then some other agent is like, you can't do that. You're like, oh, for well, fuck's I think, sake. yeah, like some would be okay. It's like, well, I, no, Quiet, my client I'm a is actually not okay with doing this. Well, it's just, it, it's, um, I guess the thing is, is there's a lot of stuff that just happens on set where it's like, there is, there is the need to be somewhat expedient because. You are. It's very expensive. Like yeah, yeah, and, and sort of yeah. old school. Expensive. I, I, also, I've heard uh, certain actors do stunts before asking anyone just so they can get it. Like I think Tom Cruise did it in one of the Mission Impossible films. Oh, yeah, that was a great that, yeah, yeah. Stunt. That, so I know that that's the story for that was um the Burj Khalifa thing that they did in Mission Impossible Four. 
the, his, the insurance company would not let him do it. So he fired them and then got another one that would let him do it. And <laughs> so he did it. Um, and now he, he seemingly could just do it. Because apparently the stunts in the upcoming one are, again, hyper dangerous. And that he had to learn several new skills to I'll do it. I'll be watching that. I'll be watching that eagerly. Like, even if the story ends up not being great, which hopefully won't be the case. Same director behind the last two, so fingers crossed. But the stunts are always really fun. Yeah, you know, um, is it just yeah, me, or, or is Tom Cruise, does he not get enough credit for his body I think Tom what he has achieved? I, I, I like him. I like him a lot. I, mm -hmm. like, uh, I like watching him do stuff. I think it's really cool that he's this dedicated to doing these stunts. Like, he learnt... I think he spent thousands of hours learning how to fly helicopters to do the stunts in the last one. He actually hung onto the side of a plane for, for, uh, for like, five. And yeah, he did climb on the Burj Khalifa. He actually did that. It's really cool. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, and he's and he is a he is an old man. He is. Yeah, I always think he's younger than he is. I always think he's younger than he is. He's nearly he's sixty. Getting up I think. there, not height wise. Think... He's short, but he's age wise. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's yeah, so what? He's fifty nine. He's yeah, also that's what just. I mean. He's still an extremely <laughs> talented. Five seven. Dramatic just for clear, he's what? Tom Cruise is five seven. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Yes, Tom yes, Cruise right. is short. Okay, we get it. If he doesn't yeah. let that stop him, nope. uh, clearly. That's, that's, I, I, that's, that's yeah, his he's, motivation. He's, uh, he's he's compensating for his height. That's why he does so much. <laughs> he is a he's a fun action movie character Absolutely, guy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say he's like probably the most dedicated action performer out there right um, now. Um, in, ter in, in terms of in terms of like actors who don't like really mainstream Hollywood, him, probably yes. When it comes probably, to yeah. stunt specifically but then again you've got like jackie chan was equivalent in terms of and and yeah. admittedly he did a lot of stuff when it was far less i wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot like of when people in jackie chan he just done insane stuff like you know how we talk about fake glass he has jumped through real yeah, glass yep. and cut his yeah, arm that's open right. and it, everything it was the, the guy uh, was crazy i think the main one for him was i can't remember the movie exactly but he's the, he's like on the sixth floor of a shopping center dives onto yep. the pole and slides down it and falls through actual glass. And then there was one where well, I think he just he that, landed as on his head. Down, yeah, as he's sliding down, he is falling into like into you know those lights. rows yeah, of Christmas lights, lights. Uh, yeah. like Christmas lights, and is getting electrocuted as he's busting through the lights, several layers and rows of them. And then he falls into glass as well, and is like after the stunt, he's falling in and out of consciousness. Uh, it's nuts. That's and it was police insane. story, the one that he did. Police that story, on. that's right. He, he yeah, did no. a lot of those. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, no, Jackie Chan came from like, you know, hardcore actual stunt work over in Asia. Um, but you don't see him do that kind of stuff anymore. Like well, he's, he's, he's definitely kind of out. He's like 67 now. But like yeah, uh, yeah. as far as as far as like a Hollywood like theatrical actor or uh like cinema actor type who doesn't need to do any of that stuff, I I'd say you can't really find somebody who's done quite as many practical stunts as Tom Cruise does. Because he and he didn't even yeah. come from the stunt stunt aspect. He came from the, you know, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't know for sure, but he's definitely uh, to be celebrated. He's doing some great stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's it's really cool when you have like your uh, your actors also being able to do these. Uh, it, it's just the benefits that you get from a filmmaking perspective where you don't need to hide their face. Though, admittedly, yeah. nowadays you can like CGI faces on top of other ones, so it's Come not on. even. But even then, I imagine it still influences the sort of direction and the way that you make it. But if the guy is able to do it, it's like um, I always forget his name. He's the lead in uh the raid, like because he's he's fight guy. So when he gets utilized in fights, it's it's really cool because you're gonna see his face all the time. You can do those long shots where it's it's like thirty seconds of uninterrupted action. 
oh, probably not that long, but you know, along those lines. Just want to say that was a really cool set of tangents. We went from, well, are these people trying to kill each other? The plate on the head, how damaging is that? And then uh, bottles to the head, how damaging is that? And then what sugar cool. glass versus regular glass is? And then uh, doing it because of restrictions or not? And then Tom Cruise would often try and get past those restrictions. And then how good uh, Jackie Chan and Tom Cruise are both in their stunts. That's that's how that all went. Uh, the reason why we got there was because we saw a scene where two characters were pointing guns at each other and then switched their guns and pointed them back at them. Just a failure in like, trying to achieve any of those things in terms of coolness. Yeah. Somewhat, somewhat back on, on top of it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of said some cool stuff. Yeah, just a little plug for the Matrix. They they actually had a Hong Kong um, choreographer, uh, choreographer, choreographer. I guess that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Choreographer uh, to uh, train all of the uh, actors, like you know, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, um, Morpheus. I forget his name right now. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. But like all, all Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. So they they were like all just you know film school kind of you know, kind of wimpy actors, but they actually got to learn how to fight and really do those scenes. And I think that's part of the reason why the matrix was so good because you actually got to see up close, non-stunt actor, non, you know, body double fights where they yeah, had the whole yeah. body Oftentimes, in frame, you saw their face. They could have yeah. long takes as well with a lot of the different They had portions. long takes in the Matrix, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. talk about the Matrix 1, because Matrix 2 and 3 just had CG. Well, yeah, we're talking yeah. about 1. Yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah, there's probably one. still plenty of examples of good shit for the fights in 2 and 3, but holy fuck, everyone remembers oh, oh. the CGI. Yeah, yeah like, like, you know, the one where uh, he's got the metal pole, it's just a full CGI. <laughs> and look, it's so floaty. It's kind of the problem with a lot of... um. I think I think a lot of the time what betrays CGI is not actually the 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 fidelity. It's like how it moves. There's just something that can sometimes be unnatural, and it's like oh, it's like really light. I it's feel a, like that's it's yeah, the bounciness and like, the animation. Like you'll I notice in a lot of Spider-Man movies, you'll see like somebody leap and then kind of bounce when they hit they hit a wall yeah. and leap again well, and bounce. Is that certain sort of animation and tweening? It looks so fake to me and I hate it. Well, it's every it's time funny I see because it. Um, in animation bounce and, and overreach and stuff like that is really great for enhancing the movement. But uh, yeah. when you're watching something that's realistic, it's like got to try and make it look like something that's real. I was going to say they have yeah, floaty um, benefits for the matrix because the fighting is floaty throughout. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, no, I think it I, depends on what you're leaning into, right, for the story. And the Matrix, if they're manipulating this world, yeah. um, it feels like, like the physics are in their sense. control to a degree. And of course, yeah, wire work. Yeah. And it's and it's interesting. CG is not bad. CG is a really good thing when CG you use it. Really like, uh, um, I, I've been researching the Matrix for like the last year, so I'm pretty familiar with how they did a lot of those effects. And there's actually a ton of CG in the original Matrix. You just don't notice it all. Whenever you whenever you see uh, one of those like jump up, spin around kind of slow motion things, that's done practically and with CG. What they did is they basically shot it with a green screen. They uh, shot uh, with a with I think about thirty to forty different cameras placed around the the action, so they could actually snap like uh, a series of st uh, still photos. Uh, like one after the other, go like to get that to get each frame rotating around them in in super slow motion. And then what they did is they used that footage. They used computer interpolation to basically fade between each of those frames to get a smooth effect. And then they they had used computers and photography to map the entire room that they were in to basically like make a panoramic CG 3D version of that room. 
So the background is completely CG, but you don't really notice because you're focused on the actual real photography of the people in the in the middle that are you're rotating around. The, you know the the Trinity kick or you know Neo dodging the bullets, etc. So it was a great combination of practical and CG, and it's done in a well where it's fairly seamless. It still looks great even 20, 22 years later. CG is great when you use it when you use it right, but when you make an entire scene full of video game characters, I think it doesn't look, it doesn't the look quintessential a lot. example oh. is uh, Jurassic Park. Usually, where it's like, yeah, the CG uh, married with the physical effects when the T Rex first breaks out. It's just it will never be awesome, uh, never not be awesome. And it was so brilliant. Like the the my most impressive, my favorite uh, shot of that is the shot where you see the animatronic T Rex on the right side of the car, and then you see the CG uh, T Rex walk into the rain in the front of the car and they use, they split the footage uh, using the bar from the, the like a uh, front bar from the Jeep. They, the right side is real footage, the front is CG. And then they knew that it wouldn't quite look good because it was like 1993 or something like that. So they added uh, rain for not only dramatic effect, but also to disguise the early 90s CG. And it still looks great. You don't notice that the front- I, Well, like I adore that scene, particularly the yeah. part where we're like worried at the potential and then, uh, especially the sound effects, the wires all breaking off one by one. Yeah. Just goes like, yeah, they're all just the, like, that, it's yeah. like, oh. Like, it's Spielberg, the shittiest guitar. Spielberg is, uh, is actually kind of insane when it comes to sound engineering. Uh, he'll get sometimes 36 layers of, of uh, sound la layers, basically, for any shot. He actually sent people down to record birds of that specific region of where the uh, Jurassic Park site was supposed to be like native tropical birds of that area to add it in just for atmosphere and stuff like that. So he's like really, really well known for being particularly pedantic with sound engineering and, and sound design. So yeah, he's, he, he, I mean, he's, he was a classic, classic director there for a while. It's really on top of his game. And then he made ready player one. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, he made like 20% of it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think it's it's what yeah. Spielberg's made incredible movies. He's also probably made some shit yeah. ones. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, do you guys want to talk more about Black Widow? Sure, let's no, let's, let's do that. No, we're no. good. Well, so I, I don't. I'm not even <laughs> sure what the compliment is here. He said Yelena's no slouch. No, he's he's yeah. just saying, oh, she can. <laughs> All right. Uh, she, she can fight like Natasha. Hooray! That's basically it. Okay. <laughs> she can take a gun off somebody who basically also, provides it. Aiming yeah, at like the what are they doing? Give the gun to each other. Yelena ain't no slouch. Stay down! <laughs> oh, that scream! If there's ever been a vision of loving sisters, sisters, uh, stay down. Oh, I hate uh, this. I hate this what? bullshit YouTuber fake laugh that people do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up hit me really hard in the face so that was a win by the oh, way oh yeah it hit me really hard in the face when she flings her so hard into that door that it broke the glass and may well have given her a permanent spinal injury but i think he, well funnily enough i think he was referring to the plate when he said that i think he was referring to the plate but, i just find it amusing that it syncs up on that injury it's like oh yeah sisterly love right there just reminding yeah <laughs> this fight is technical and all the moves no, it isn't. feel deliberate this is no, shit. no this looks really no. stupid this is one of the worst there's all the combat in this movie is crap. And this is the kind of shit where we veer away from I like it when he's like, this fight is super technical. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And you're like, 
All the moves are deliberate. They're quick. He, I imagine he'd, he's going to have more to say, but also, when you say super technical, you're referring to something there that's provable, right? Like, we can look at the actual fight imagine, and prove yeah. whether or not you're saying is true instead. Because I just, I know he would be like, that's eh, just my opinion. I think it's super technical. But if you don't know what technical is, it's probably not even worth talking about it. Exactly. But it's also a great way each of them is and how brutal they're willing to be with the constant smashing. I don't believe sense. that, though. That's the thing. I don't but, believe yeah, that, that they can throw each well, other around like this. It's so not that, right. It's twofold. I don't believe it. But secondly, why is this a positive when you consider their who they are and what they're Yeah, Yelena should not be doing any of this. This is yeah, completely... This is bizarre coming from her. And you know what? Nat as well. She knows who this is. Nat is very family-oriented. What the hell is she doing? Yeah. What are you both doing? Just trying to kill each other because we need we, a fight We need scene. a fight scene, yeah. We need to fight for the trailers, yeah. We need to fight for the trailers, and if we didn't have a fight scene at this interval, people would get bored. And then his commentary is, look how willing they are to be brutal. You're like, oh. Okay. Yeah, is that a good thing? I don't even know that that was ever in question anyway. They're both fucking long-term assassins who've done plenty in their lives that are way worse than this. We've literally seen them both do way worse than this. Like, I don't understand why this is... Look at the proof of how the brutality runs through here. Oof. Impacts. It's so like decades so of pent visceral up and one fight. Yep, check. Decades. That was like the same point you just made last time, though. That was like the last point, and you just doubled it. But said it in a different way. Feels like there's also, decades of pent up rage for you. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. Why, why would... We why didn't would even know what was happening here. Pent up rage, though. Why yeah. would that any rage at all? Yeah, what the fuck's yeah, Natasha got to be angry about? Yeah, and also... She I guess you could say she's angry at the <laughs> recent events, but that's not decades. You know, the Taskmaster shit with the vials, but, like, why would she... That's not pent-up rage over decades, you know? If she was, like, chemically uh, under mind control, would she have all this rage for her sister that tried to save her for all these years? Or would she actually consider her well, to be... She didn't try cool. to save her for all the years, that's the point. I mean, uh, yeah, she didn't try to, but she did try to save her initially, and then they got separated. Yeah, and then she didn't but, do it. I'm, I'm on her side for this. I'm with Yelena, but that's the fault of the writers that uh, Natasha didn't do anything yeah. for her in her all those years. Well, like, Yelena didn't exist until true. Ago. She <laughs> couldn't do anything for her. In the news. Captain America bringing down the Red Room. That's a really good point. I wonder what other kind of villain stuff went on while the Avengers were distracted by Tony Stark's daddy issue. What? Wait, wait, wait. I need to... Yeah. Okay, so first of all, Tony's daddy issues, way to just totally devalue is he talking the about conflict of the war. The Civil yeah, War conflict is Tony Stark's daddy, daddy issues. issues. Wow. Like, is his that, parents, his parents were... Get stuff happening. That's 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 what civil but war also, is in his mind. Tony about, Stark's daddy issues. Yeah, it's not about the whole world having a perspective on everything that's been happening with the Avengers and all of the collateral. And damage. Tony having Ultron's to watch his parents get annihilated brutally by his one hey, of his best issues, friends' you know? best friends. Daddy issues. I don't even know how he drew this from the dialogue. By the way, what she's saying in this scene, is that she was expecting Captain America to have taken down the Red Room by now because she's given the vials to Nat. Remember how much that yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Uh, but that, what's that got to do with this? That's a good point. I wonder what other kind of villain stuff went on while the Avengers were distracted. What are you talking about? But you know, Mahler, uh, the Chitauri invasion is just Tony Stark's daddy issues. Um, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Again, I, I really don't know why he played that clip to then support this point. Expecting to see Captain Seems like a weird America side job. Bringing down the red room. That's a really good point. I wonder what other kind of villain stuff went on while the Avengers were distracted by Tony Stark's daddy issues. <laughs> okay, I just, yeah. I just, okay, just... None of that made sense. Yeah. And this, kids, is why you should never try to rewire your house without electrical training. Big fan of... Why is that a win? I don't <laughs> get that it. funny? I guess that's, that's a... Joke, but, what the, but what the win could have been is that it's neat that Yelena has this place rigged in case it was ever discovered. I have other criticisms to make of the scene, as you would have seen in the video, and that only works in a very specific isolation, because to be fair, she's not really prepared at all. Um... But instead, he was like, don't rewire a house, because it could be bombs. Hee <laughs> thing. <laughs> and yeah, look yeah. how much we've skipped, by the way. We're already here now. Yeah. Yeah, he skipped the whole running around scenes. Damn. This camera, the way it makes you feel off balance while showing us how high up they are. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, okay. I mean, like, okay. To be fair to the guy, that could be like, oh, this shot is really nifty. I think that's what he was trying to say. Oh my god. You didn't even hear that. that? I think that, that, that's, that's a more, that's a better description. That's a more like, oh, I get the logic behind that, that statement. You know what? Then. Maybe you're right. Well, I'm just not impressed by a camera. We can... been at the top of a building shows the view down to show how big the tall the building is. I'm just like, congratulations. That is the most basic fucking well, I mean, thing you could have done. Yeah, but I, I get that more than, ooh, the light makes explosions, that's a win. Like, th that that explanation of, oh, the okay, off-balance. Fine, thing, so it's, it's that, not... That, that makes... It's not a negative being dressed up as a positive. It is, as far as I'm concerned, it's almost a neutral. But at least I understand yeah. the logic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. I get why you think that would be a good scene. Like, I get... that makes more sense to me than than an attempt at humor that, that sure, fails. Yeah. Like, it's uh, like praising a dolly shot, like, oh, this camera's yeah, moving. It's, it's oh, on a crane, yeah. more than okay. likely. It was and very... Bought a dolly! It was... And I think it's nifty. Yeah, that's basically the, the comment. I understand that more than everything else so far that this guy's been doing. Like, well, I, I, like... Oh my god, another firework. What the fuck's going on? Did we achieve victory in some way? <laughs> ah! <laughs> did, did, did the virus... Die? Did, did we? Are we in control of the UK now? Wales exclusively. Oh my God! What the fuck's going on out there? Is it like whale hey, independence? They're just really happy. Um, did, I, uh, did, so anyway. <laughs> Wait, let, let, Welsh holidays. Mola, get down. But I was gonna say you have to admit all the stupid shit in this scene too. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. The moment you realize, like, wait, what? Are you, why are you jumping onto a pole, unleashing it, and hoping to crash it into a building? What the fuck is your goal? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Well, that's more commitment to a cause or I actually know what it is is a showcase of how little Drakov cares about the widows they're very no that's no, stupid is, no, that is really that's, stupid that's no no also that's this is not dumb. the scene you should make the comment on the, the scene that he should make this comment on was when Drakov just pulls the kill switch pushes the kill switch this is just the if widow was... stupid. so the reason that you give soldiers things like 
good rifles, body armor, extensive uh -huh. training, functional equipment is not necessarily because they will change the course of a war. Oftentimes they have not really anything to say with how the war will turn out. It's because each one of those soldiers from your country is an investment yep. in money and time and the political ramifications and getting new recruits in the future. The idea that you just have, yeah, like especially if we're talking about Drakov with all of the mind control and the bullshit about keeping a floating fortress, each one of those Black Widows is valuable. It represents yeah. a huge investment in, in, in time and technology and the expenditure of training. The idea that you would just waste one like this is ridiculous. And he's tangled his wires. He's like, Dracov doesn't care about the lives of these women, so look what he's willing to do. It's like, no. So he doesn't care about no. them on a personal level, like them as people. He does care about them as resources. Do you know how long he's packed into these people? How much time and money are in these fucking people? There's no way that he wants them to just kill themselves. Uh, 10 to 20 years per person. That's an incredible investment. Yeah. The only time that might be the case is if they are captured and uh, secrets could be spilled from them or whatever, but he's, he's still dodgy on that because he's an idiot in this fucking movie. But um, I it's thought for a second yeah, there, because I was listening to this without having read ahead, that he was going to say, wow, that's real commitment to the cause. Oh, actually, no, that's kind of dumb. I thought he was going to say that, but... Uh, instead, he says, no, this is this is evidence of how Drakov doesn't care for the Widows. They are very expendable. To the point where he'll just have uh, them fucking kill stupid. themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's a difference between being expendable and being wasted. Wait, is this scene... Does Drakov do anything in this scene? Well, so he he's, he's right? implying that the Black Widow software it. would have them value stabbing the hand of their target more than their lives. Because that's how little oh, he cares think, for no. them, but that's stupid. No, I just think the widow is stupid. Not necessarily that. Well, but the, they, the training Drakov gave them. But he's right yeah, in that their software makes them do that. So whoever designed the software that puts that controls them is to blame for this, not them necessarily. No, you know I what don't mean? know. I, I think they're brainwashed to obey orders. But in terms of how they fight, it's a perfectly individual choice. No, I, I completely disagree. I think that her choice to uh -huh. attack Nat is as a result of a brainwashing, not her choice as a person. No, but I don't think Drakoff is controlling her like he's behind a computer. No, he's not on a joystick. Exactly. No, it's, but can, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like they're following computer programming. Yeah. They're yeah. brainwashed. You know what would know have been really creepy? Is if uh, at one point when they basically have one of these uh, brainwashed widows surrounded, they're like they try to reason with her and then she's actually like, oh oh my god you know i can't believe i did this so and so and feigns being turned and then tries to stab like yelena or uh, natasha in the back or something like that just to show how deeply under under uh Drakov's thumb that they are that would be an interesting twist to show okay we absolutely need to you know use this this chemical thing on them we can't trust them they're completely completely dominated and they cannot they cannot help themselves until they're free of this well they control just to kind of make it even that much more sinister you know what i mean they get that across with the whole uh they can make them stop breathing at will right or at least the, yeah it's later on the, yeah. the pig um yeah all, all i'm suggesting here is that the software has it so that priorities like your health will never come above the da any damage to a target which is stupid yeah like if you that's could if you could chop their toenail off that's worth you dying it's like what what? <laughs> like, why? 
Yeah, there there are very specific circumstances where you'd want to trade one for one, but this isn't even that trade. This is nope. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna stab your wrist at the exchange of an entire Black Widow. Yeah, she's trying to save you. Oh. Take the help, and then as soon as you're up there, stab her. Yeah, like they're that, not very that's... smart. When it would be, <laughs> it would have been way cooler to have it be the you know they save her without, and then she's like, you know what? I totally, I, I was, uh, or she's like, help me, help me, you know. And then when they save her, she stabs them. Like there's there's pri there's there's protocol for this. If you're in a position yeah, where you can, you would, yeah, you would think that there would be protocols. So if there aren't, it's stupid. Yeah, and I'm disappointed that the most advanced, most long-running espionage agency hasn't got anything like that. They're like, eh, I don't know. And they're clearly not mindless killers, because they're, she, uh, Dracov supposedly has one behind every each powerful person in the world. So clearly they can blend in with society and feign social cues to get into power, right? I'm, I'm sure they're very... In fact, that might actually be something you'd think would be trained to those ones, at least. Maybe there's a difference between foot soldiers and then people who were meant to go undercover for you know, X amount of time, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But um, this is not a this is not a consistency sort of compliment to Drakov's approach with these women. It doesn't make any sense. He treats them as objects. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with saying that, but those objects are valuable to him. He needs them. Yeah, exactly. Objects are still valuable. Well, yeah, my phone is valuable. Uh, like my phone is an object. It's not alive. Stop objectifying like, your phone, Fringy. Well, I'm just saying when I put it on my desk, I don't slam it so hard that it and my desk collapse and turn into <laughs> dust. And no pretense about whether he's dead or alive. I appreciate that. The audience knew, Yelena knew, and I think Nat knows. No pretense about whether he's alive. How can she break out of the conditioning to say that she doesn't want to do that to her? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, I think you guys might be ahead of me. Yeah. No, that's the next one. It's on screen. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 very expensive. Did you notice? Hmm? Did you notice that he skipped the part where Black Widow falls like. Yeah, like, yeah. In fairness, <laughs> maybe maybe he'll address it at some point. You don't write him off entirely because I don't understand how you can completely <laughs> ignore that part. But maybe, maybe. Um, I just I just want to point out that he's given a, a win to the film for not pretending that Drakov is alive or dead or whatever. That he's definitely alive. I just don't know why. Yes, no confirmation to Nat. Nat yeah. can't confirm that based on this. I just didn't know we needed I mean, if, if Dreykov was dead and his program was still working, that wouldn't change what the Black Widow does. I mean, I was just thinking, do they use his name at all to Nat, or does Nat just assume Dreykov is alive from this? I didn't get anything from about uh, Dreykov. Because the fact I, is... I think that was a conversation before, wasn't it? And this is a big criticism I have for Nat. I don't know why she thought... If the Red red Room cannot exist without Dreykov is her logic, and it's like, why? Why couldn't all yeah. of this be going with Dreykov's son, or, or Dreykov's associates? Is his yeah. protege or you know, whatever. You know, it would be really, really creepy. And again, I'm backseat writing. What if Dracoff did die and uh, his daughter was uh, horribly disfigured and she was running the operation? And at the end, she has to reason with Dracoff's daughter at the end, who's still cool. the black. And you Wicker could even program. do the thing they do in Equilibrium, where right up until near the end, she's still like, because the daughter's using Dracoff's image maybe to yeah. give orders. It might be tough to argue that all that makes sense, but at least you could do it for Natasha specifically. Yeah, to yeah. Manipulate Natasha, that'd be that'd be enough of a of a justification for that 
uh, disguise, but that would be really interesting. That'd be way way better of a twist, I think. Yeah, because she would feel fully justified in ripping him apart, and then she finds out it's the daughter, and she's like, oh, I'm conflicted, but you're still evil. Yeah. Stuff like, you know, e easy stuff. Pretense about whether I appreciate that. The audience knew, Yelena knew, and now I think Nat knows. I don't want to do this. Ooh, ruthless. That's ruthless? <laughs> I mean, I guess, but it's dumb more than anything else. I don't even, it feels weird to be like, that's ruthless, what we've had, like, this is something we know is definitely a thing. Is it not ruthless that she's willing to cut her own salvation, to not die, like, and cut cut a hand to throw her onto, like, a, a seven-story fall? Like, I get, you know, being forced to kill yourself, oh, that's ruthless. Like, what about that scene where they capture all those children and kill the ones the that aren't compliant? That was pretty ruthless. Yeah. That's way worse. <sighs> And so it's like, so what are you saying then? Like, the it's not ruthless by comparison? I'm just like, I don't know, it just feels weird that he's like, oh, this is of ruthless. Of all the things to highlight. Yeah. Just feels odd. And he dings as well. I was like, oh, by the way, this, what is he going to say about this? He's sisters. You can't uh, trust her. <laughs> sisters. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> she took the Fuck keys off, off it because sisters, teehee. I have that's sisters. That. They don't do that. I just, I don't know. I just want to put it out there that not all sisters steal keys. <laughs> it's just weird. Thing. And yeah, yeah. Just I want to acknowledge it again in case you missed it, chat. He did indeed ignore the the seven story fold part or however much it was. We we has left that for now. We'll see if he comes back. Pick up right where you left off. Nice car. So you want me to chase him down and on? Whoa, 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 whoa! How far did we just skip? Wow, we, we did. Skipped quite we skipped the idea. Oh, wow. We Whoa. And the Black Baby's Widow who was chasing up. them on the, uh, on the, uh, the bike with the machine gun. Yeah, we, we missed the fucking APC intro. We skipped, APC, a, we skipped yeah. a lot. I thought he was going to be like, wow, what an this, intro. Ding. This, by the way, oh, highlights. APC. This, well. this highlights my issue when people are like, man, uh, you know, why can't you, Mola, or, or you other guys, depending on whatever you're covering, why can't you cover, um, I don't know, fucking the new blah blah, why can't you cover Shang-Chi, for example? And I'll be like, well, I, I can't cover everything. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but you know, Pearson X has covered all of these. And I'm like, this doesn't count. You barely- Yeah, but they did a shit job. He's covering fuck all. Like, if someone said Cinema, Cinema Wins has covered Black Widow, I'd be like, he, he's missed loads of opportunities for praise, but he's also, like, omitting shit tons of the movie to praise it. So, Cinema skips, that's, yeah. Damn, like, what a way to just, really just tearing chunks out of this movie. He's skipping all the bad stuff, that's why it's only 30 minutes long. He's not skipping all of the bad stuff. <laughs> Most of the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what Cap would do. Hey, wait a minute. Where did Captain America learn how to steal a car? Nazi Germany. And we're borrowing. Take your feet off the... Um, so he's saying that he's going to return it or give it back or leave it to be found. Mm -hmm. He's not going to keep it, is what he's saying. I'm, I'm, Which is kind of the same thing. I mean, it's not really a worthwhile distinction for the point of this point. Well, that's that some resourcefulness. No. no, that doesn't make any sense. How this plays out, I know in our Black Widow video, we talk about it a bunch. Nothing about that makes sense in any way. No. The fact that you think that's resourcefulness? Dude, it would be like if I take a baseball bat and slam the concrete in front of me and it makes a crack that goes all the way to Rags' house and destroys it and that was my goal. It's like, wow, that was resourceful, Bola. <laughs> like, how did you... How? how like... <laughs> resourceful. Just call it that, ding.
Or is playing a video game. Weapons to cycle through on the left, items on the right, and this mimic stuff might as well be auto-aiming. Is that a compliment? That's a win. <laughs> he's he's dinging it. It feels he's weird that... It, yeah. So the, you know how he's it's got, literally got a weapon selector, yeah. He's yeah, got a but like that, that, it's got a sword. <laughs> I presume grapple, bow, or well, arrow and bow. I don't fucking know. But like, does it really make sense that it would be organized like a video game where we have to hit up, down, left, right on um, a D-pad or maybe WASD to access particular things? Well, he's like, does that make any sense? He literally takes out his bow himself. He doesn't press left on the D-pad. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just remind him that yeah. he has those things. But yeah, I'll, I'll remind you, Mahler, though, that his combat strategy compatibility is 100%, though. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Good. It's, good that, wow. it's good that we know that. That's oh. better than XCOM. <laughs> you might hit something with 100%. 100%. <laughs> almost bled to death. She said, not because there wasn't time to tourniquet her wound, but because she was planning to use No, there was no, that's true though. You, you can argue it's both, but there, she absolutely said to not fucking tourniquet the wound while Taskmaster is five seconds behind them. But yeah. he, he's saying it's clever because she wanted to lead Taskmaster to that hole with the blood drip. But that doesn't make sense then, because that means they blood dripped into the hole, and then they walked over to the other place, the vent, to climb in to then tourniquet the wound. So where's the blood? There'd be blood. You're dripping the blood. Walk over to the hole, tourniquet, then climb to some place while Taskmaster. Walk over to the machine. well because we see them dealing with it in the vent, so they don't deal with it until then. Which means I guess one of them took a coat off and held it underneath the dripping wound to make sure none of it fell until they got into the vent. I don't know. I don't. The problem is that none of this timeline matches up. Taskmaster should have caught up, but he doesn't because yeah. he can't. Not allowed. Use the blood. Yeah. Diversion. The Rakoff kills you. One of the big ones comes to avenge you. Wait, what are the big ones? <laughs> I like to imagine Thor and Hulk finding out about this conversation and arguing about who she meant specifically. Well, so we're just gonna ignore how stupid it was that they fucked up the timeline. That uh, Drakov didn't try to kill Black Widow because he wouldn't want to set off the Avengers. Which one? You can kill her without setting off the Avengers, especially with assassins. Two, um, she wasn't always an Avenger when she had left Drakov. That happened years later. So, nope. I doubt from space has to take an ibuprofen after a fight. And it's sort of cute to think that Nat doesn't see herself as any lesser of a teammate than the god, and you know what? She's probably been just as effective. Stop. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. What? I need you to stop. <laughs> I need you to stop this right he was, now. He was almost there, because what he had to say was she's as integral to the team in a, in a meaningful way as many of the others in, in different ways. Like, yeah. you keep it nice and broad. You don't go, you don't say she's done more than Thor. Like, what are you talking about? Look at this image. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. she's the same, guys. <laughs> she lacks the capacity to even hurt Thor. Exactly. She, uh, Natasha's like role in the Avengers has been uh, complicated because of the fact that she's so depowered compared to them. She's oftentimes the one who talks to them about different things, but then she still gets certain jobs done that are sort of lower level. But man, how fucking stupid! Cute to think that Nat doesn't see herself as any lesser of a teammate than the God. And you know what? She's probably been just as effective. She did do the whole save the world self-sacrifice thing. Anyone else that can say that? There you go. That's she different. killed herself, so she's pretty much on, <laughs> on level with Thor. No, that's different from punching like <laughs> robots and shit. It's well, like, that's the thing. By his logic, like she... nobody is any different from anyone else as long as they've had done something they that resulted in saving the world. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, if someone pushed a button to prevent a nuclear war, they're the same Coulson? as Thor. Coulson's Thor, basically yeah. the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Exactly. I just need uh, uh, Natasha That's... to... Sorry, I just <laughs> need Natasha to turn around. It's like, what are we, some sort of kind of suicide squad? <laughs> and jumps right off the cliff. <laughs> that, that would be <laughs> fucked up. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Okay, well, at least on equal footing, and Tony didn't have to fight his best friend for the honor. Just... Sorry? He no, had to, so you're right, he had to fight an alien army. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, gonna say, do you, do you not remember how, how do you think Tony looks like this? He's been torn to shreds. Like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Tony didn't have to fight Hawkeye to kill himself. He had to just fight an entire yeah, army. What the? Or in a space just to kill himself. Army. Hey, yay, 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 what the fuck? Tony didn't have to fight his best friend so, for the so honor. They're the same, Mahler and everyone. They're, they're the same. Well, no, he actually he's devaluing Tony's yeah. sacrifice. He's saying Tony didn't have to fight someone to kill himself. She did. It's like, what are you... No, I would Tony didn't I have... Would maybe also... he just thinks Hawkeye is way stronger than Hawkeye actually is. <laughs> and so he's like, thank God Iron Man didn't have to fight Hawkeye. <laughs> oh. I'm also like, fight. I think he's... Oh, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead, Indigo. No, I just, he didn't have to fight Hawkeye. He had to fight the destroyer of the universe instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Hawkeye is also, you know, similar. I, I also think he's devaluing, like, in a way, he's devaluing that sacrifice. Like, he's he's totally missing the context of that scene. So, this is like, he's, this, he's terrible. <laughs> this is like a terrible comparison. By, by trying to do, by, by, by taking what she does and trying to twist it into something else, he is trying to elevate her into a uh, like a different category other than what she is which by mm -hmm. uh, like in effect kind of like devalues her in terms of power yeah he's yeah, fucking I up think... in every way right now he should have redrafted yeah. this and talked about what she brings to the team and why she sees herself as an equal potentially but certainly not in power like what do you mean yeah it's like the Usopp of the team if, if chat gets that I'm sure they will in chat. there's a few yeah. weeps in there yeah, is that is uh is that Ek's brother? Yeah, is that, yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just didn't be sister to tag along whilst you saved the world with the cool kids. You weren't really my sister. And the Avengers aren't really your family. Sisters, they know how to hurt each other. None of it made any sense. Uh, I'm sorry. I've gone over this in the video. <laughs> I hate this dialogue. Natasha would never say that to her. It is so fucking cold and harsh and comes out of nowhere. Like. Natasha, uh, we know from this film that she cares about her deeply, and she abandoned her for no reason. The idea that she would be yeah. like, in response to saying, you wouldn't want your baby sister hanging out with you while you're doing Avengers stuff. The idea that Natasha would say, you're not really my sister, bitch. It's like, wow. That's out of character. And then for her to say back, the Avengers aren't really your family. I was just like, I don't even, what the fuck's happening now? If Yelena's is going to make that point, then the undercover family isn't really a family either. I, I hate it. I, like dialogue what is if, so important. Well, this was on true, day. but like, it, what if we just didn't think about it? Hmm. Yeah. My, my, or, my take is that, that this was the point. Ooh. <laughs> my take is that this was day seven of eleven of their uh, writing uh, the script for this movie, and they were like, "Okay, day this is the part." Of 11. <laughs> Uh, this is the part where they're supposed to have some sort of conflict that will get resolved by the end of the movie. What can they say? Oh, uh, 
you're not my sister. Uh, they're not your family. Bam. Yeah, and then later on she'll say both that the Avengers are her family and that Elena is her sister and she did care about her. You see? And we're just and sitting Elena, here like, that's who, she, that's who she was. You said she wasn't that for your movie. And I think they literally said at the end, it's like, the the fake family thing was real for me too, kind of thing. Like, that's not, yeah. not the fake family part. But yeah, which, again, me. she would have felt that anyway. This is Natasha Romanov. You made all of this up. Yeah. She can't create a family, and she's very much about family, and she's found a family with the Avengers. She's all about family. You know, she's she's basically the Vin Diesel from the Fast and the Furious of the Avengers. <laughs> it's all about family. So, yeah, it, it just seems like a cheap shot just to get that little bit of conflict there. Deep. By diminishing the value of each other's relationship? That's, uh, that's not right. Oh, what? What just happened? Did he, did he I'm actually... Oh, whoa. Do you just, what, I, I mean, questioning it. Yeah. But he's breaking the conditioning, maybe. Let's have a look at that again. My sister. He's breaking the conditioning. Really your family. Sisters, they know how to hurt each other deep by diminishing the value of each other's relationship? That's, uh, that's not right. So, uh, wait. Oh, he, oh, the wait, the wind counter he's went out, 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 but it's an X. I went 62 to 63, but with an X. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> You need to explain your rules to us. I don't understand. At least Cinemissions has the reverse sound and it goes down when he gives a compliment. Like, <laughs> I need the Hulk text or it's like, that's the thing. I never have rules. And he just flies. <laughs> <laughs> never I never had any rules. <laughs> yeah, Shad, you, you got a good point. He did the reverse the reverse point, but he counted up instead. So he like, yeah. he, he copied the gimmick, but he didn't and do it right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I did. I'm going to be even more nitpicky. I think he managed to get the criticism wrong. Tag along whilst you save the world with the cool kids. Well, Tomorrow, say it is not so. And yeah, the I know. Aren't really your family. Sisters, they know how to hurt each other deep by diminishing the. It's like, do you understand? So he's saying it's like sisters diminishing the value of each other's relationships to hurt each other? That's not right. It's like, well, that's what they would do if that's what their, their goal was. Yeah, if, if they wanted that, to hurt each other, hurt I guess. Relationship. No, it seems like the primary way you'd hurt your sister you diminish the yeah. value of their relationships and stuff it's like yeah so like his criticism my criticism is it's out of character yeah no a uh, family can hurt you worse than anyone else because they know everything about you they can cut they can yeah, they know where i live they, yeah they, they can yeah. <laughs> they can cut you real deep if they want to so in fact that if that was what they were supposed to say which probably isn't that would be an effective way of hurting you um getting personal but what does it mean to go from 62 to 63 with a with an x like what what does that mean? Value of each other's relationship? That's, uh, that's not right. The arm and the hair. Oh. Darn. Praise this. Oh. It went back to 62. <laughs> so I guess he's saying he was gonna he was gonna praise it, but he had to take it away. So he... Oh, ah, okay. Oh, okay. He... I withdraw my previous... Yeah, all right, well... Even though... Yeah. Thank you. That, that's good. But, but, like, I still don't think he got the criticism right. Yes. But at least he noticed he's beginning to believe, Molly. He's, he's beginning, beginning to notice. The spoon <laughs> is bending. <laughs> Matrix reference. He's beginning Amazing to impression and acknowledgement that Nat is effectively a celebrity, but also, yeah, why? It's not acknowledged. No, Homecoming and everything already did this. Nat is effectively a celebrity. It's like, well, of course they she's all an are. Yeah. And she I'm does an these yeah, um I she does these poses or whatever. When, like, in the first time we see her do it, I think in Iron Man 2, like, who's watching other than the people she's gonna knock the fuck out? Like, I don't understand, like, 
It's always been a strange um, joke, but like it always felt weird coming from Yelena, especially. She's so like again, so well adjusted, so fun. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's Elizabeth. Uh, it took years of of getting back into society and and joking and getting people to kind of break out of your shell to be anywhere near as personable as she is. So that's that's a bit wild. Um, and um, I, yeah, and then and then it pays off later because I imagine he's gonna he's gonna give it a big old ding for that. He's like, oh, do you remember that conversation they had? Oh, great. I guess you gotta hop off here, guys. I got a commitment in about twenty minutes, but uh, thanks so much for having me on and. Um, Wow, yeah, only uh, four hours and twenty minutes. Gosh, you must get busy all the time. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I have a thing every other week, and, and yeah, yeah, the ones yeah. I'm invited to generally tend to jump on that week. But uh, thanks so much for having me on, and uh, yeah, anytime. Yeah, so, no uh, problem. Thank you so much cool. for joining us. And um, well, I mean, do you want to do you want to tell people what you're up to, where they can find you, what what you do? Uh, Indigo Gaming should be the first re search result. Uh, working on a really long video, um, not like Mahler long, but two hours plus uh cyberpunk nice. genre the matrix um you know cyberpunk books cyberpunk tv shows comics whatever um could be fun probably releasing in november but yeah um i also do gaming content elder scrolls fallout all those rpgs stuff like that um yeah appreciate any people checking out my channel and thanks so much for having me on yeah man yeah um, you bet. we'll catch you in the yeah. future i imagine yeah. catch you man cool. Look forward to it. Thanks. Uh, nice meeting you too, Shad. I, I think we've had a pleasure talking before. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Good to meet you too, man. See ya. Okay, bye. 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 See ya. Ciao. Bye-bye. I never know who has or hasn't met each other before on this, this crazy thing we call EFAP. That, I, so I can't remember all the people that I've been on EFAP with at times, and so sometimes when we're on us, I'm like, I know I've listened to you on EFAP, I can't remember if I've been so I was like, I, I just, I don't know sometimes. I met you before, right, Shad? I think, have we? Who? Mm. He's the one with the sword, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sword. Reviews. He said nunchucks are bad. <laughs> but Ooh. don't worry, we can worry. I remember you, of course. Hey, do something. <laughs> oh, Shad, oh, I have a question. Will you do, like, a, a definitive medieval weapons tier list in the future, or... So difficult because there's a lot of context that makes weapons good for situations and not I other see, situations, yeah. and well, then I got my yeah. own biases. And... Maybe if you just do <sighs> at least one for Beast. like open field, two guys, I mean, same build, yeah, yeah. back up right, and right. just did what, it. What, what's the lowest tier possible? Just like nunchuck. Failure. Like I guess like, yeah, like two people, two blokes fight. Oh, like the worst weapon. Like the, uh, the weapon uh, from Batwoman. Uh, the, the, well, name we would have the, group, the, the name of the group <laughs> tier is it like ultra mega crap is that the name of the group tier the lowest group no tier no what you we we could i think you should come up with something thematic for yeah. the tier list yeah like maybe like you take all like great roman generals or medieval kings or you know st uh, strategists yeah. and things and like oh shit this is like richard the lionhearted tier or oh this yeah. is frederick the third tier or something like that like oh man this is drown on a river drunk tier or this is like that oh this is like a uh, children's crusade tier something like yeah, that well, you know or, or i could name it after weapons because the lowest tier weapons would be the nunchuck tier so that's that makes nunchuck tier sense. there you go wait nunchucks yeah. are worse yeah. than the batwoman weapon Oh, they're in the same group. Whoa. Batwoman tier? That could just be the tier. This is Batwoman tier. Or CW tier. Batwoman something tier. like that. <laughs>
but you what you would do is you'd have to you'd start out with all of your weapons like that are going to be ranked um and maybe you have to put in the stipulation of like actual weapons that were actually depicted and are you going to say well this is this is not only real weapons but this is fictional ones that are plausible to exist like the batwoman weapon uh, like yes. you could like they constructed a prop for it so you could make one if you wanted so this you know that true. would that could be there um yeah i'd, I'd, I'd want to group it with yeah i'll probably do a, a list of real weapons and then i'd do like a whole separate analysis for like fictional but plausible weapons and then maybe just fully fully fictional um, you could get that would make a good stream too because you could use one of those lives like uh, like the the tier list maker things and you could do the stream with some of your friends and you could get their opinion and everyone decides which tier to put it on and then at the end you're like okay here's our list and um, uh, then as you go is, you could compare I, the ones with each other and maybe adjust so once you get I don't want to shame them some some of them don't think nunchucks are as bad as i proclaim and we could get into a great battle and then the debate maybe the, that's the that's tier list the is like friendships yeah that's what the stream ruins and, and yeah. maybe maybe the, yeah. the the tier list will be aggregate like it, it's the four of you or whatever and the score reflects the you know, yeah, like, like if three of you agree or four of you agree and one of them doesn't, then you could just laugh at him and move on and yeah. you could put it in the thing. And he could be like, well, I'm sticking with nunchucks being great. And maybe he could make it a running thing. Maybe you could replace like the nunchuck tier with his face or something. I don't know. But you could do something like that. It'd be fun. That sounds like yeah, something that would be fun. fun. Oh, what you should do is maybe you could plan this out. You could get I don't know how well you're connected with like Scalagram at Metatron and Skullgradatoria oh, yeah. and people like I'm that. Connected. You could get a big oh, thing oh. together where every all the experts come together and plan this out so that you have all the time. Make it a big, big thing. Get everyone together. And that could be the idea. Make and it a really big. You can write the same like thing with circle. castles. A round table yeah. discussion and then do the same thing with armor <laughs> sets and do the same thing with uh horses maybe even horse armor i don't know okay well, well sorry there's a lot like, of oh yes this there. is percheron tier oh, but, yes. but with the, the sword guys community i'm not sure how comfortable so many of them are to get into vicious back and forth debates and stuff i'm, I'm well, i mean if they're pathetic I weenies i assume that they won't wow. do it but if they just wow. want to have a discussion about it then you could just like have a, have a fun stream about it yeah it would be a lot of fun uh, it would I'm be very fun actually. yeah, yeah. You'd be, yeah. You, you could clearly set the tone that it's not like a super cool uh you know super like in-depth be all end all like like super duper clinical uh discussion on it but in, you know you could you could eventually settle on something or that make a little tier list mm. ah, that would be heaps of fun i'll certainly because uh, uh, i've actually done a group um uh, chat already with uh, scholar gladiatoria metatron todd's workshop uh nice. modern history tv and me um uh, and it was great um uh, and gee they're all great guys they're really really top so yeah, yeah okay flanders really watch and do Flanders. Yeah. Well, I mean, Flanders. I guess out of anyone who was closest to Flanders, it would be me. You know, religious, Aww. ultra cut, mega Chad. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't Australian though, so yeah. Nope. Uh, You're gonna have to be. Who's who are the Australian regulars in Simpsons? Are there any? Um, the regulars. I guess Andy, the prime minister. Um. <laughs> It's in more than one scene, I can't remember. Well, I mean, you could be a regular even if you're only in one scene. It would be abnormal, but 
You can be um, a regular if you're only in one, even if you're in one scene. How does that work? I don't know. It's, you know, I don't make. Maybe that rules, could be the I... joke. Yeah. All right. I now, guess, apart yeah, from okay, when the Simpsons. Then, uh... Yeah. Apart from when the Simpsons visited Australia, I'm not sure there's any regular Australian characters on the Simpsons. Oh, but what about uh, what about Dash Dingo, or was it was that his name? Dash the Dingo. What what? I, think, the, I, game, I thought the Dingo Dash was an Olympic event in Australia. Well, no, that would be cruel, uh, potentially. Anyway, um, cruel? no, what? it's Dingo Dingo Dash. What what the fuck? No, well, well, no, no, the Dingo the, the Dingo Dash involves babies, and so it gets a bit messy. Oh, what man. was that? I'm just trying to remember oh what was God. the game because Lisa was sick and then she played like it was Crash Bandicoot, but not. Uh, I think oh, it was I remember Dingo what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was Dash Dingo, and then there was a guy who was like, you know, you got to get the didgeridoos or something, <laughs> and then oh, and this is it's it's thematic. Oh, it's so perfect because remember, Dash Dingo gets killed by ninjas with nunchucks. <laughs> She says, nunchucks, they're not even from Australia. <laughs> Which, well, I mean, you know, that's up for interpretation. God, it's poetry. It rhymes. We were talking about nunchucks and Dash Dingo got killed by koalas with nunchucks. It is. This Perfect. is This is just... Uh, the, the story had a payoff, set up and payoff. It's all come, it did. come to fruition. Yeah, and that was entirely unplanned. <laughs> I did not realize <laughs> that that was where we were going to go with that. I guess Dash well, Dingo, does he count as a regular then on The Simpsons, or...? Well, Chad can be Dash Dingo, yeah, I think that's fair. Well, just just on, you know, The Simpsons and the depiction of Australia, there is a truism in uh, one of the parts of the how Simpsons depict Australia, and it's that when they're, they're trying to um, name the bullfrog, it's like, what's this? They're called a bullfrog. I was like, oh, I would have called them Chazwazers. And in terms of, you know, the regular names that Australians have for like animals, like wallaby and koala and stuff, it's like, yeah, I could, I could see kangaroo. it. Kangaroo. Yeah, kangaroo. <laughs> I guess kangaroo. Kangaroo. I'd call it a dingabonk. I'd call it a Chazawaza. Clonkerstank. We got we got some funny names for these these and of course dingo. It's like yeah, it's pretty uh, it's it sounds Australian, doesn't it? It just yeah, sounds like, like an Australian uh, word. If you just sound the if you just hear the sound of the word, it sounds like you know when you're calling someone an, an idiot like dingus or something. It's dingoes. Oh, you're a dingo, aren't you? Yeah, fucking dingo. You dingo. What are you doing? I, ju I, d I do find it amusing that we did build a fence to keep out both the rabbits and the dingoes, and it was only effective against the dingoes, the natural species here, the rabbits. They couldn't get... They got past that fence with ease. Bloody oh, and of course, wombats. Crafty we rabbits. Have wombats as pets. We don't have any of these as pets. They're wild animals. <laughs> like, Tell I guess you, you could have a wombat wombats as a pet. Wombats are That'd a cool. road hazard. Like, seriously. They're, oh, yeah, they're, they're super dangerous, dangerous if you run into those. Echidnas it's as like well. Yeah, well, a wombat is just this just thick, dense ball of muscle. It's like hitting a boulder if you run into it with a car. And it'll write your car off. Like, I fully messed the whole thing up. Yeah, be, be, and of course, if you hit a kangaroo, it's like hitting a deer, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. If you want to destroy your car, that's one way to yeah. do it. I've, uh, you've uh, you've hit, been in a car that's hit a kangaroo, haven't you, Fringy? We've never hit a kangaroo. Oh, um, really? No, fortunately. Me neither. Um, yeah, neither. I, <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, yeah. Well, I, like, wallabies yeah. included, because. 
Uh, no, oh, even then, cool. even then, really? um, even then, and and that's that's despite having done many long distance like road trips. Um, just it's never happened. You see him, you see him around all the time. Oh, yeah. But uh, fortunately I, I've never... got can uh, yeah. I actually have kangaroos on the Shadlands when I go over there to film and stuff. I still oh, got kangaroo bones in the front of me Audi. That doesn't surprise me at all. I know yeah. when I went to Tasmania, the big thing that was just that I noticed was that there was wildlife all over the roads. There was a lot of roadkill in Tasmania, a lot. Um, <laughs> and, Lots and of devils. I, I think, well, I mean, a, there were Tasmanian devils. There are. What's a Wallaroo? Wallaroo is a town. No, I, I googled Wallaby. like Wallaby and like Wallaby, yeah, Wallaroo, yeah. kangaroo. So, like... so we. There's wallaby as an animal, wallaroo as a town. <laughs> you say that like it no, makes no. sense. Just <laughs> get him right. Just get him. No, no. Whoa, like, I mean, I'm looking at well, the Wagga Wagga page right, right now, man. Oh, careful. Common wallaroo. Os panther robustus. Wagga Wagga is a town. Don't worry. Wait, wait. That's that's Wagga Wagga. Careful, you're getting so Wagga close Wagga. to TOS. Oh. <laughs> You can't call. Are, are, is, so if you're from there, are you the a Wagga Wagga? A violation of the, the town's name is a violation of TOS. Yeah, there's there's a couple of examples of that on Earth, isn't there? Why? Yeah. Why? I think that all of the Wait, did you the forget that context doesn't matter upset. to a lot of people online? <laughs> saying words okay. that are evil. The common Wallaroo. Um. Oh, maybe. Are you sure? Wait. Okay. Uh. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why I. Yeah, I don't know why I screwed that one up. Well, there is a town called Wallaroo, and there is also an animal okay. called Wallaroo. But the town uh, is spelt with one L, I believe, and this okay, is two L's. Oh, now it makes sense. So it's not at all confusing at all, yeah. <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> um, so on the country road up to the the property that I grew up on, it's like a 20-minute drive. Um, every time you drive on the road, there is at least one dead wallaby or kangaroo or wombat on the side of the road. Just as a, oh. like, you'll always at least see one that's been hit by a car and definitely hit a wallaby kangaroo while I was in the car growing up. Uh, yeah, the road hazards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they've got signs that are like, hey, watch out for kangaroos. Yeah, yeah uh, they exactly. Got ducks, they got them for yeah, kangaroos. we have them here. For what? Kangaroos? What? It, like, if you spot a kangaroo in Wales, like someone's really wrong, so they just say, you know, <laughs> be aware that if you see a kangaroo, something's fucked. When I was yeah, in Canada, I mean, they had a, they had like signs for deer, but like for us over in Australia, it's kangaroo warning signs on the road. But they've they got deer all over the place. Signs too. You gotta watch out yeah. for it. You better watch. So, interesting fact. Do you know koalas are extremely dumb animals? Like, yeah, uniquely, yeah, uniquely <laughs> stupid. I'm not, I'm not but, kidding. They are uniquely stupid amongst animals. You can look this up. They are profoundly dumb. Oh yeah, yeah they're, further they're, proof uh, that the koalas. I, I'm not interested in. I'm not interested so much in that you're stupid. It's that in they're uniquely stupid. Mm. Yeah. Explain how are they uniquely stupid. That has oh, me interested. Just, is it like size of brain or something? They're, oh, their yeah, brain is so like smooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the, yeah. the reason why smooth brain is an insult is because it seems like what matters a lot more is how wrinkly your brain is, not how big it is. Um, I think I think there's the ratio, right? That's like one of the big ones. But yeah, if you've got uh, wrinkles brain, to surface area, kind of yeah. Like um, yeah, it's uh, it's super smooth. It's like. The crows like have like a, a hyper wrinkly small brain. In the brain. 
I have a lack of folding in the brain. <laughs> but koalas, they're, they're wonderful little <clears throat> creatures. They just sit up in the trees and they eat the little eucalyptus leaves and then they, they go to sleep for like 22 hours. Lazy bastards. Oh, surface area. So the wrinkling increases the surface area of the brain, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, well, so well. apparently, uh, let's see. Um, the koala brain only filled 60% of the brain cavity. No, it fills 70 to 75. All right, so I guess they figured that out. The ancestors of the modern-day koala once had a full-size brain that filled... Oh, so their brain is smaller than their skull, like, by a significant <laughs> degree. Interesting. Or lads? Uh, pretty, so they're, they're pretty useless, dumb animals. I, I, well, Every, I... Everyone... Yeah, Everyone they're, says they're, they're, they're these lovely, cute animals. I'm looking at them, cute, but they're, they're pretty dumb and useless. Well, so whether or not they're smart or not, from what I understand, their poop is very good for the environment. Very good in terms of like um, being a fertilizer. So uh, that's uh, so they they have a uh, they have a a little I don't know. a little. Oh, what's what's? Oh, look at that. <laughs> can't think equals no sad. Hey, look, that's really true, you know? It's true. Can't think there is no sad. <laughs> koalas are time for them to become extinct. Nah, I'm keeping them around. Sorry. Why would I'm you want that? Koalas. Why would you want to keep them extinct or make them extinct? Why would you do that? I, yeah, I don't know why you would want to. Ex koalas, man, they're adorable. Oh, they eat the little, they eat Good. the plant. Yeah, but remember, there was somebody who said, I don't care if like chickens suffer, they're chickens. Who cares? Oh, yeah, fuck that so person. There, is, but... there are these weird takes on animals. Like, I want to keep them around. All right. They're adorable. They're like little mascots of Australia. Okay. They're, they're cool. And plus, if we're, I mean, we don't want to start ranking the importance they, and value of animals based on their intelligence. Well, we can't do that. Oh, because, oh, oh like, I'm sorry. I, I do. I, I personally value animals that are smarter and more useful than animals that are not as smart or as useful. Well, I mean, you say that, but like, think about you could apply there. Well, yeah, but think about like ants and stuff. An individual ant isn't particularly intelligent at all. But if all the ants were gone, that would like completely destroy the world. Yeah, they're, the world they, they're, they're very, very useful. I agree. Like ants are very well, useful. Well, sure. So, so that's the point then. Utility in terms of the ecosystem. Util than, I, I said uh, utility, like usefulness and intelligence, both things. I don't know that right? intelligence matters that much as long as they have some sort of role that they fill um in the ecosystem no i think uh i think a more intelligent Wait, what if they what if they are only a detriment but they are intelligent what then well then they're our enemy and should be eradicated clearly so intelligence isn't the most important part then. like the like, like the, the emus Mola. the emus <gasps> well have you guys considered well, zombie emus, koalas we... We can keep mm. the emus around, like, oh, what the they're, they're fine. Well, they're, they're oh, oh, Friggy, hey, are you look, one of these? We have a treaty. We have a treaty. We have no, a treaty. No, if we no, violate we, the treaty first, if we, if, no, oh, I'm just saying, Friggy, I'm saying, if we violate you. the treaty. Tonight on Australia Today, we have a debate coming to you from down under. I'm breaking saying, a treaty. I think breaking a treaty is a sign of weakness. I would, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to... No, no, no. I, no I'm, I'm saying we've we always been at war. I'll... Oh my goodness! We need to we need to wait for them to make the first move. I'm sorry, it's not it's not. All sadistic evil animals in the world, and you think we have a treaty with them? Oh, well, so we do. Shocked. We do. It ended oh, with a treaty. No. 
It oh, did. We I'm lost. So we lost. No, and it's okay. No, main, those you are know, just we, you weak, be careful. weak sympathizers who just. Mm, okay. I'm not sympathizing anything. I'm I'm thinking oh, about the betterment of this country, and I just think that we need to wait yes, and see what man, happens. Yes, right? you need to be eradicated for the betterment of this country. Free. Oh my goodness. I I feel like I feel like there should at least be an attempt to maintain the peace rather than just immediately cause a. A, a war, you know? Well, an emu apologist would say that, wouldn't they? I just find it funny that we talked about nunchucks and here we are about talking about emus and their effect. And <laughs> well, what a ride, guys. What a, what a great ride. And it's, we gotta thank it has been Black a ride. Widow. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys remember Black Widow? I remember no? Black yeah. Widow. <clears throat> I want to I, see the, the Emu War movie, though, like, whenever that me happens. Too. John Cleese yeah. is making one. I want to see it. Yeah, and if people More wonder why I train swords so much, yeah, Emus. Okay. Serious. Well, Are look, you? if the Lewis guns didn't do it, I'm not sure how, how well swords are going to handle them. We'll just well, have no, to because, see. No, no, guns, it's really hard to hit Emus guns because a bullet's so small and everything is easier. But, but a sword, you have a much wider striking area. So good old... Generally, it's the size of the bullet, the diameter the of the emus, bullet that makes it easy to hit something. But also, yeah, emus, but, but are emus are different. Yeah, like, rags, I'm sorry, unless you've tried to shoot an Emu, you just don't have the experience of how difficult it is. Like, Have, have you tried to shoot this? it? Is bullets, that legal? Bullets, <laughs> bullets have failed against Emus. We've done this. The, 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 they've defeated the, the gun. Swords what? are where it's I feel like I feel like there's more to the gun than the Lewis gun. You know, I feel like there's there's more options. Well, Lewis guns are great. Guns Don't now. get me wrong, yeah. but yeah, we. And I I almost feel like it's it wasn't the Lewis gun. It was the application of it. That's probably the truth. Because you know what? Case. You know who else had yeah. guns? The Nazis, and they lost the war, and they had some pretty fucking stellar firearms. So eh. proving the guns are shit. Right, Shad. Swords. That's what. Yep. That's what the Nazis needed. Swords. swords. Where they, they, yeah. they were using they swords. They were one. Charge them to us in the name of swords. Slice, slice and dice. Never Seriously, go back. You know, into the medieval period. Germany in the medieval period was ultra Chad with because they're just swords everywhere. The the burgers. Uh, that was the name of the citizens. Oh. They were all parts of the Michel <laughs> militia. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. The burgers. Yeah, that that it was a legal requirement to own a sword in the Holy Roman Empire during the medieval Holy period. Shit. It's like. Yeah, that's so, like, you're you're required to have a sword. You were required to own a sword because citizens of towns were parts of the militia, and so would you would actually you had, like, be a stick, and you broke it and made it sharp. That counts. well, well the, the, like what was what was really interesting. Um, the penalties in breaking the law, like for drunkenness or wife beat and stuff like that, was a withdrawal of your right to carry and own your sword and stuff. Like it was, a, a, you know, a, a responsibility that you had to do it because you're part of the militia, but it was also a privilege that they'll take away from you as punishments. Like you don't deserve a sword because you've, you've misbehaved. Shame on you. Um, and, but yeah, like how awesome is that? Like legal requirements, like if you didn't own a sword, you would actually get penalized under the law and fined if you, for not being but honorably armed. You could escape that fine but... if you beat your wife. That's what <laughs> I gathered from your instructions there. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, I don't want to own a sword, so I just slap my wife with it. And then it's like, then they get, got, got to sidestep. Like the, the end of your house is like, there's no sword here. And you just punch your wife. Like, it's fine. Fine. I'm not supposed to.
we don't endorse punching wise here. We're saying this is an example of what's terrible, terrible, terrible. This is an example stuff. of tyranny. Of That's what we're highlighting. Tyranny, exactly, exactly. All righty. Let's continue, shall we? I... This this one you whip your hair when you're fighting. I don't Did hear you anything. Ever wish oh um, God! Oh, I envy you. <laughs> Somebody's not in this oh, this uh, this group apparently. My internet. I, let me let me refresh my internet. Oh no. oh no! Muse, they heard what you said, Shad. They're very. They might Why would they come for you first? Should they come for him? Oh no, no, no! See, Eevees are so devious, stuff like that. They'll attack the sympathizers first because they're the weakest. So I'm sorry, Fringy. Well, no. I'd like to see what's <laughs> right. I got, I, I got a lot of goo here. I got a lot like of goo. Right. Hmm. So the goo is a weapon. Yeah. The I I got many types of goose, and there's. There's certain there's certain utility to the goo that I think would benefit me if the emus were to attack. But it's weird that you say I've got lots of goo to like be a counter when we have no idea what the goo even does. It's like saying I got yeah. lots yeah, of shrimp. Yeah, I know you have no idea what the goo does. I'm just saying that the goo is effective at com combating emus. At least some of it is. Apparently not your internet though. Well, sure, the, but the internet isn't made out of my goo. If it was, then oh boy, that that would be some hyper fast connections between. Um, Why haven't you set that up? I, it's not, I, I don't know, the, the, the government, they're, they're just not on board. Well, if you don't tell them what the goo is, they probably won't be there. <laughs> That's gonna stop them. Hey, look, alright, just, you gotta trust in the goo, okay? Fair in enough. goo we trust. Uh, Fighting. There we go, now it's playing. Alright, we, we stopped them, don't worry. I want a dog. Florence Pugh kinda outshines pretty much everyone. There it is. Always. Yeah. Everybody's review. Yeah. Florence Pugh is the one that dominates, does amazing when she's like most of the time just doing the most normal acting ever. It is ex it is shockingly normal. For a character who should not be believing normally at all. I also think it's like a trend. They're filling the replacement. Yeah. They're a little bit, her, yeah, a little bit. They're, they're like, giving her more well, shit to do than the actual character in the in, in the movie. The so. examples I gave in the video were the the joke she makes about the posing, the cry she does in the family meetup, and then the last bit at the end where she does the head thing with the scar. Those three are just what they think about, and then like she was incredible in the whole film. And you're like, was she though? Are you sure? Oh, well, I liked her. But that's like because they didn't give Natasha so much to do. Like it, she, she it teared up. Like they went out. She, yeah, you know, she did a bit. She did a tear here and there. It's fine. So she had yeah. a beard. She, she, had a beard, she was yes. sad when she had to fight the the task mistress. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was amazing. Rachel Vice is amazing. Somehow, is it all wise times, or wise? I've always said wise, like, wise. Like, yeah. but I've never, I've heard more than one person now say vice, so now I don't know. Oh, wait, 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 Rachel Weiss. Weiss? Is it a German oh, her last name? name? Oh, okay, it could be. Maybe. I thought you were talking about the no. flower. No, is there a way to find out? Well, how does she pronounce it? That's what I want to know, I guess. Right, that's well, it's like it. Rachel Weiss. Let me see. Tough, unshakable assassin with archetypal, sweet, naive little sister. No, it's no, not, it doesn't make no, sense. Stop no, it. No, no, it no. It is bizarre. We are rewarding the actress for not, like, having a completed character, but rather playing two. That's exactly what I said in the video. She plays two characters. She plays them just fine. 
if not very well at certain points, but she's not one person in this fucking movie. Because she mm -hmm. can't be. Because that wouldn't be marketable or... Yeah, no, we got a fast tracker. She's got to be relatable. She's got to be fun. She's also got to be a badass with a cold history that gives her this very meaningful history. You're like, oh, okay. I can't best way possible. Where are you going to go? I don't know. It was more like an invitation. To bedroom and kill Dracoff? Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. Yep. Did you censor your own movie? Hmm? She, he, did he censor shit? Oh, he might have. Yes. I, it, like, jumped for me. Right. I do believe he did. Man, this entire sit-down heart-to-heart is moving. No, Something about No, but fine. What can you do? It's like he finds it moving, okay? Nice, I guess. It's like, oh, so cute. Also, like, the, oh, it looks so fake. You're not really there. You're not actually you there. Just, that was yeah, too good. screen, right? <laughs> You yeah. couldn't just find CGI, a patio yeah. to sit down in? Like, fuck me. It is a weird one. It's, it's only, Craft it, of filmmaking, man. I really do think like this pushed me past the line of like being like, yeah, they did this just in case they made change. And I'm like, I mean, okay, but like at this point, why isn't it just a green screen then? Like, just yeah, everything is yeah. green. <laughs> no, why have actors just CGI, on. just animate the well, whole I mean, thing? What if you wanted to change the chairs or the drinks or the fucking food on the table? Make it all green, fuck it. As opposed to just hey, we decided let's make afterwards that she right wanted now. to have her eating lasagna. Wait, loads of people in chat saying Neve, as in like go back Neve. What did he say Neve at some point? Naive. Did all Maybe of us miss the subtitle? No, right, let's let's go. Yeah, everyone, oh, yeah. have a look. See, just for you, chat. I don't know. It was more like an invitation to go to the red room and kill. Wait, this is probably not what they're referring to. Break off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he spelt naive wrong. It depends on where he said naive. Oh. Yep. Oh, that was earlier, right? When he was talking about how she was naive sister, you gotta skip yeah, further she, ahead. She has to, she's oh. the assassin. Oh, yeah, she, sweet Neve. Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> sweet Neve. They did. <laughs> ne ne not what, what happened there? I mean, it's a misspelling, right? <laughs> Me, but that's may a, have that's not a, typed a, I, I don't know. But you got two things wrong there. So yeah, like yeah, he did. <laughs> that's just a flat-out error. Like, yeah. not a typo. Yeah, maybe he thought that's the right spelling of name. Wait, you Why reckon? Why did he check? I don't maybe. know. Because <laughs> oh, this be is typo, how you spell right? it, right? I feel or, like he must or, have spelled the word naive know. enough to know how to spell Maybe you're right, yeah, maybe you actually thought that's how you spell night. It's weird to me, because you, you see that word come up a lot. It's quite common. Yeah, it's common a lot. That, that's one I could misspell He spelled it N-I-E-V-E. -E. Mm -hmm. That is bizarre. Yeah, it's a bit weird. That's why I, I guess phonetically, if you... I guess, like, if you don't give a shit about your video, and you don't check the spelling of the subtitles that are prominent throughout your whole thing, and you don't see the squiggly red line... Well, so... Then well, there's no I would... squiggly red line in Vegas, so that might be maybe. Well, yeah, but notice. he would have written. Oh. Presumably, he wouldn't have written this in Vegas, so um, he, he, it would be I a weird process. By now, I think that by now like he would have had something. No way he scripts he's, he's in got Vegas. And no way. He well, I mean, he's got like first draft. Like he's got a, a. He's got a. No, like that's a, not what, what I meant. I meant like a um, preset. For like I'll usually type it out again. Uh, yeah, no, of course he would have a, a, a preset, but like, yeah, so whatever weird processing thing that he wrote this in originally, the first draft, you'd think it would have put a red line under that. Or just auto-corrected it, maybe. And you know what, even if he's using something that is so archaic it doesn't even have that in it <laughs> somehow, he could then copy and paste it all into 
literally fucking like a YouTube comment section and it would show him what things are misspelt. <laughs> right. It's a bit, it's a bit strange, How... but whatever. It's kind of, do you think it's a bit like not ironic, I guess. It would be I guess like super appropriate that of all the words you misspell it's naive. But like it's naive of him to think that's how naive is spelt. Kind of. Hmm. I feel like hmm. like how naive that you don't spell check the subtitle of your video. I don't think that works at all. It has to you be don't? something else. You gotta you gotta figure you out don't think it's I feel like I feel like you can I feel like you're onto something, but I don't think that was the naive part. Because yeah. naive means showing a lack of lack of experience, wisdom, yeah, no, or judgment. I know. I know. That's um, naive. It, so a lack of I wisdom class... and judgment to put I feel like that's it to check I feel the like spelling naive of means your... more than just that. Well I, I'd be fine with uh Rags categorizing it as naive. I'd also think arrogant would be fine if we categorized it as he's like, I don't need to spell jack my work. Yeah, because arrogant because arrogant is underneath a naive umbrella in a way. Arrogant's just more specific. Yeah. Um, but it, I guess... I, there's, a, there's a level of irony there, I'd happily say. A level. It's not quite interlocutal levels. Yeah. I will, would it, it would be... Well, see, here's the thing. Interlocutal, I feel, is ironic. But That's I ironic. feel like naive, that would be... It wouldn't be irony... It would because it would line up appropriately. Like it wouldn't be irony if that makes sense. Is it ironic like, that I he's feel like somebody naive when he's naive about the spelling of the word naive? Well, I and I think in that sense it's ironic. But may, he's we got layers. That's the thing. There's layers yeah, to this. Yeah, this is poetic. It is. It is not ironic in one way, but it is ironic in another way. So him calling her naive when he is being naive. That's irony but the actual misspelling of naive when he is being naive to misspell that word that isn't ironic that is appropriate they're not appropriate oh, but i don't know what's hilarious the, what is, <laughs> uh, i gotta google it what is the opposite of irony uh is it serendipitous or serendipitous I don't know. Uh, can't since. Uh, uh, I gotta look. I don't actually know. Just look up antonym. Just look up an I'm, antonym for. A... I am, but there's a lot here. Like I, I'm on uh, wordhippo.com right now, for under under the antonyms That's tab. Uh, let me go to the. Yeah, I can. I'll try uh, the one I normally try use. Irony. Irony, synonyms, let's go with antonym. Oh, it only does synonyms and definitions. Does it have antonyms? Okay, serious, compliment, flattery, approval. No. Oh, Praise, respect, considerate. No, no, that, yeah, this is apparently more difficult to find an answer than I believe. Um, let's go to Quora. There's generally some good answers there. Congruity. So, yeah, because I guess if irony is the incongruity between, like, an intention and a result or between levels of knowledge, then you can have, like, dramatic irony, right? That's an incongruity between meta and internal, like, knowledge in a lot of ways. Um, so I guess that means that congruity could be a an antonym to irony. Hmm. Uh, so he could have 
the opposite. Let's see. So I guess someone's someone here is saying that because it, it could be literality, because it's because if the if irony represents an incongruity in something, then I guess their logic is that like the opposite of opposite is just the thing itself. Um, but I I don't know I I like in I like uh in what was it congruity. Incongruity? Congruity is the opposite of irony. Oh yeah, I guess that follows. Yeah, yeah. So it is simultaneously his misspelling of naive is both ironic in one sense, and I guess tragically congruous in another sense. <laughs> tragically congruous. Tragic, tragic congruity. Did I ever tell you the tragedy of dot congruity? The ironic. Dark congruity, the ironic. That was a fun let's, tangent. Let's press yeah, on. Someone killed yeah. Drakeoff. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Yep. Yeah, what? That's weird. Yep. And this entire sit down heart to heart is moving. Something about no, it isn't. you have low standards in your pathetic. It's with her sister. Not getting Jeez. one last call to adventure. This is not her last call to adventure. This is not her last adventure. One last call to adventure. <laughs> does he forget that this happens during? She's, How does he forget? She's because got a lot. He, he prays. She's got a shit ton of adventures left. For another well, seven years. <laughs> Well, you know, remember what his first win was. It was she about the font in keeping with Civil War, recognizing that this takes place during Civil War. So how yeah, can well, so he acknowledges that, but well, simultaneously he also thinks he must that be acknowledging it in meta, like it's her last adventure this is the best part, though, in release. This is oh, the best. maybe. I guess, but, but like, then he should. Funnily enough, so, there's less time between Iron Man two and this than there is between this and Endgame. Six years versus seven. She's actually got more adventures than less to go on. This is the midway. Again, he, he has to be referring to it in terms of the audience perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Which is dumb. Whatever. Because it's <laughs> just, but whatever, it's fine. I knew it. I knew you did. It's so cool, right? Don't compliment this. <laughs> Let's just get uh, this out. What the fuck was that what noise? Is, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sound like something I squeeze into a video. This is faker than a cinema wins laugh. Yeah. All right. What the fuck is that? What is the fakest laugh I've ever heard? Yes, it's, heard... So creepy. It's, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's like koala laughing. Smaller. It's, it's not like a koala laughing. Take that yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> the koala laughing no, no, would be like. No, no, no. The koalas have a creepy call, man. Koalas have a creepy call. Their laugh would be something like, I don't know. Wait, are you writing this awful. in for Gadelb? This isn't a fake laugh. You gotta put that into Gadelb. I, I want to hear your guys' fake laughs. Go, go on, Fringy. Give us a fake laugh. Like, just oh, shit. make it sound um, real. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, yeah. Are we grading the fakeness on how genuine it sounds or how fake how it is? genuine the fakeness is? On how genuine the fakeness is. We want it to sound real, but it, we, you need to. But we're putting it on. 
but, you, but we're not actually like laughing over, at something funny. Over the top laughter. Yep. It needs to be over the top laughter and we'll rate it on how real it sounds, but it needs oh, to be very over the top. Like, dude, these, this is like, this feels challenging because I'm trying to figure out, do I want it to be super intense or do I want to dial it back? Am I trying to be convincing or am I trying to be entertaining? Well, here's the thing, Fringy. This is like high, I could say this is like how we rate movies. It's like high dives in the Olympics where the the higher the skill you go, the more difficult it is to pull off. Yeah. But the greater the score can be. I, do you want to oh, play it man. safe for an easier low number, or do you want to risk it for a potentially high number? That's you know what I'm. I gotta think about. It. Someone else go first. What well, I don't mind going for it. Like what? So just do a fake go. laugh is the challenge here. A fake laugh that's convincing. The thing is, I also I'll almost characterize fake laughs as just they lack any sort of passion. And uh, spontaneity, they're always just, um, they're very planned and simplistic. Like, that one was perfect. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck is that? And you're like, that's my laugh. You're like, no, it's not. That's not your laugh. Like, <laughs> Don't lie. You're lying Don't to lie. me with your fake laugh. Yeah, you're a liar. You lied to me with you're the laugh, liar. now you're lying about the you're lie. You're just making a lie you're sandwich. You're not telling me. So, yeah, I guess that's mine. Alright, who's next? Where's the laugh? You, Mahler did it. It's when he made the noises that <laughs> resembled a fake laugh. Those I weird noises that I weren't totally words. How did you blank that you part out? You were doing this because of you. I, I, I blanked out. I must have had a stroke. Uh, go again. Oh, I was just trying to repeat what he did, which was... <laughs> but we want it to be convincing. We want you to actually a convincing try fake laugh. You didn't even notice it the first time. The parameters <laughs> are on a fake laugh. See, now that was a real laugh. one. It must have been that, convincing because a... Chad didn't even hear it the first time. <laughs> Well, and then also, this isn't just fair because then. I know what Mahler's like laughs sound like, you know, in, yeah, in Fringy's too. So for me, I can't be like, I know because we've hung out well, for so long. Not to mention the course, fact that this format is literally do a yeah. fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's being made very clear that that's what we're doing. Yeah, it's Shad, telling true. me my fake laugh sounds it's... fake. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but I thought we were going for like a fake laugh. A real fake laugh. Uh, but sounded real, so we could make it convincing. Well then, okay, you go. Yeah, okay, hang on. I'm in a hotel, so I don't want to go too loud. because What does that I'm, have to do with anything? Fire eyes, ready? ready? Over the top, right? It'll be like... <laughs> convincing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, that's not too hey, bad. How, how is that? How is that? Oh, that's that's believe, okay. Yeah, depending on how that blends into like a sentence or something, I think that's pretty. I could believe it being a real laugh, depending yeah, on where I it was placed. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I think placements. Is key. that our goal to make a fake laugh sound real? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the goal. That was yeah, what I was well, going. Why, why wouldn't I just do a real laugh at that point? Because well, then it, you just because real laugh depends. on commands? Because that's a skill. Well, I don't think just think about something can. funny. Just but, think about like. Well, that's the thing. I know how I laugh, and I can recreate. Think about the koala brains and laugh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah, see, now I'm already thinking about things that are funny because it makes it easier. Well, that, what, what a pointless challenge. Like, try and re laugh for real, but fake. Like, No, I don't think it's pointless because what, what Chad is trying to point out is that somehow we can laugh, but cinema wins can't even pretend. Well, but we can do a convincing well, no, this, laugh. This, this is my point. Like I, I've been filming yeah. videos where I like I think I did it with the um, double flail crap video, right? Where mm -hmm. I need to actually film a take where I'm laughing at something to try yeah. and emphasize the ridiculousness of it. And uh, 
I need to choose to laugh, and I just kind of trigger. You oh know, wait, my was that what you were asked us to do this, this whole time? Was to try and do a convincing laugh, but fake. I, just what I've been yeah. freaking saying the whole time. Yeah. I thought you were telling yeah, us yeah, well, to I do a fake laugh. That is what yeah, he's been saying. No, 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 no. But that's that's you know how words work. I thought you were trying to say recreate a false no, I, laugh. Shad, Shad has said many oh, times yeah, detail right exactly right. what he was wanting. That's what words do. Literally, well, both of those things could be mean. I mean, that's <laughs> literally what I thought what? he meant. After listening to someone clearly fake laugh, I thought he wanted us to do fake laughs. You understand? Yeah, but that can mean two again. things. How are you not getting I, that? I said multiple okay, times that you wanted fake laughs. That's like the thing I've been joking about this whole fucking conversation was how those words put together do a real fake laugh, do a fake real laugh. Those could mean both. What the fuck? I, but I said try and make it sound convincing, like you. Yeah, convincing that it's real. it's something that you right, would have done to fake a laugh. Right. That's the whole point. That's why when you said like I I that's when you said you laughed. Saying, I was like, saying no, it's no, convincing, convincing is to distinguish it between an obviously fake laugh that is laughing with the intention of sounding fake. Again, exactly. you'd be like, convince me that you're doing a fake laugh. Look, Do you understand? But he said convince he said convince him that your laugh is genuine. Yes, that I, I, I genuinely that fake. Guys. That's the problem. These words are right next oh, to each come other. On, Mullen. Oh man! I don't just, like what you, you all assume I'm lying. Yeah. Like that's literally what I thought you no, meant. We, that's why I did a no, fake laugh. How did you guys not pick that up? I literally did a fake laugh. I'm not assuming that you're lying. It just seems like you've totally misunderstood. Well, okay. In that case, why didn't you call me out when I did the obviously fake laugh? Well, no, I tried to, but then you're yeah. like, I just did it. Did you know the only it? person who didn't hear it was Shad, so he would have called me out, but you guys didn't. I, I tried to call you no, out. No, 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 like, Shad, 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 I'm saying you would have, but you didn't hear it. Rags and Fringy didn't call it out, and I did an obviously fake laugh, so why didn't you call it out? Because you said like it is, so you were trying to, to recreate someone I literally went, ha, 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 ha. Like, is that how you yeah, think no, I laugh? I know, I know that you did. You were imitating the uh, Cinema Wins laugh. That was what you yeah, did. Yeah, that and that's what I, so how, how am I the one that's confused when that wasn't called out in any way? I, I called it out. Because no, when what, I said Chad, I didn't Chad hear it, I said yeah. I didn't hear the real laugh. I'm not, yeah, and, Shad. And you said, no, I did laugh. Shad, you're like, in the clear. Shad, you're in the clear because you like, didn't hear it. It's the others that are not in the clear. I did hear it, but I... <laughs> you ever saw this? I, I heard the fake laugh, but I was waiting for the real laugh. And when I said I didn't hear the real laugh, you said real you did. Fake I, laugh, you, you mean, I thought you were referring to the real authentic one that was supposed to sound real and authentic. And I said I didn't hear it. And you said you did. And as I said, mustn't have heard it had a stroke. I was referring because I was expecting that you did it. That exactly. And that's, that's, that's why this whole did, time um, I thought did, you wanted me to make a fake laugh genuinely. I, I Wait, but didn't didn't afterwards didn't we explicitly say like oh but now like the real one or it, am I totally missing? No, because I was done. Rag said he's done his laugh. Oh, okay. So I get yeah, I don't I don't get why you and Rags didn't call me out for like you know you're not doing a real laugh more you're doing a fake one. No, but that was what I just asked. Did we not? Wasn't it like immediately afterward that it was no. asked to do it? That's why I was so confused. Are you sure? Hundred percent sure? because Rags said to Shad he's done the laugh. You didn't oh, say do another one. I didn't one. say that though. Okay, well, you, what, you I, I guess you just. And that's you, what I'm asking. Do you're you know what I said? Because I don't remember what I said. Well, then Maybe wait, I but if Rag, if Rag said that, why wouldn't you have cut him off to say, no, he hasn't done it? Didn't Shad immediately say something after that? Well, Shad was just talking about you wanted me to do it again because he didn't hear it. Okay. But I mean, if he already asked that, then. 
Yeah, but that's a different complaint. He's saying he didn't hear it. You'll say okay. you. Would... Yeah, I'm guessing that that means that I didn't actually. I'm just, it. I'm just satisfied because like my confusion wasn't. I wasn't tinfoiling here. Like I was tricked. Uh, <laughs> he said that you were tinfoiling. No, all of you were. You're all like, no, you're wrong. You mis I, misunderstood it. It's like I have plenty of reason to have misunderstood that's not, it. That's not tinfoiling. That's oh, what is saying tinfoiling? That you we thought that you misunderstood. Yeah. How is that tinfoiling? I, I, I'm oh, used... what is yeah. tinfoiling? Why are you getting hung up on tinfoiling? It's not, it's not really important. Like... You said that we were tinfoiling. I don't know what that means. You said, you said that I was... I, I've never heard tinfoiling as a term used. Okay, yeah, I'll help you out. So, like, I've I've generated this from craziness and that everyone's gotten the right idea, but I got the wrong one somehow. I must have been I must have been making it up. Conspiracy theory time or some I... shit. I don't know. Sure, but none of us ever said that. I, like, legitimately, I it was that we thought that... No, you never said tinfoiling. That's fine. You, you got no, me there. I, I never did that either. No, you, yeah, you, you, you just you like hear okay, okay, okay. Can we just like fake real, real fake laugh now? If that's yes, what Chad yes. wants. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, so so the gets to just hang in the air. All right. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Like, Absolutely. Because <laughs> I wasn't tinfoiling at all. I was right. This is fine to me. I never said that you were tinfoiling. That's my point. Oh yeah, that's it. Doesn't have to be the literal words. Don't worry about it. It's just a general. Term. Oh okay, it doesn't have to be the literal words. But you're just yes, Fergie. Not every word I say is meant to be understood yeah. literally. Yes. We were figuratively tinfoiling. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. So. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, like representative, Wait. but not one hundred percent. We were sort. Yeah. So we were sort. No, no, of not, not not you, we me. Oh, oh, you were yeah, tinfoiling. We didn't, we didn't sort say, of. Like, you accidentally you stumbled you into a tinfoiling, but it wasn't your intention. All, all that I was foiling. making it up, either way. Were you, res were you, were you potatoing and you tinfoiled yourself? <laughs> were you clad wrapping? Um, clad, clad wrapping. I'm not sure what a clad yeah. is. What is a clad it's, wrap? It's like, it's the see through one, you know? The the one that is, uh, you can see through. Wait, or is that, which oh, one? Hang on, hang on. You cling mean, wrap. You, you mean glad wrap? Yeah, it's cling. Oh, so you know, I cling film? Well, well, yeah. No, no, yeah in there's... Australia, we have in Australia we have a brand called Glad Wrap. Not yeah, glad we have Glad. Why glad is a brand. Glad so Glad. No well, you, you combined Glad, which makes cling wrap. Glad cling clad. Oh, probably I see. what happened. That might be what happened. You could have been referring to both, but wanting to save syllables. Yet, mm. ironically. Led to a it longer discussion, which we had to time. decipher. Yeah. yeah. So, which means you could be playing the long game if this object comes up in conversation enough times to justify this initial clarification, then it will eventually pay off and save time far down the road. However, ironically, by the time that happens, we will have forgotten the portmanteau and you'll have to explain it to us again. Yeah. But fortunately, we don't have to worry about that because we didn't waste any time on that. No. Yeah, yeah. Good thing we did it. So I, I'm still waiting for my genuine fake laughs. Okay, well, I mean to go first. So let's yes, get us over. Go right weekend, right. worry. Let's, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. I, I just have to reimagine this whole conversation. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm good. Wait, what? What was it? I, 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 I That's the real fake laugh. I thought Shad laughed. Nothing came through. Nothing, no, nothing came through. through. We didn't hear a thing. Is this? What? Oh, am I getting like, or is this a joke? Now, am, am, am no, I getting? I no, we're not. We're not all simultaneously gaslighting. This way, silence. Are you serious? <laughs> you didn't hear me laugh. We're, we're it was so silence. Hang on, we can worry. Is are you shitting me right or... now? 
No, we need to get Hey, the, the, the proof. The proof is in the stream. The proof, the proof we're is just, in the stream. We're just, we're, I'm looking at chat right you now. You could have okay. again. The proof is in the stream. again and all this time. Why are you gaslighting The proof is in the stream, okay? You can go back. No, that's not even gaslighting. We just said we couldn't hear you. Oh, oh, oh. Why are you guys? I, I laughed. Do you want me to laugh again? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if, we didn't, we'll see, if our complaint is that we couldn't hear you, then you we would. Like... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was our complaint. That, yeah, is that it didn't come uh, through you, the mic. So, you really yes, want we would me, like... you really want my high pitch in your ears. Is, is that why? I, are you really sure you want to do that? Well, what wow. was the point of this I, otherwise? I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you thin spoiling me right now? <laughs> Maybe your, your microphone might be you might be peeking in your microphone and it cuts it out. Yeah. Could you record this locally and then send the file to us in Discord? There you go. That's otherwise it. otherwise there's no proof that you did it. You could just be trying to punk us, weekend warrior. <laughs> yeah, how do we know that you're not trying to gaslight all of us into thinking that when you Are you tin foiling us? If someone lit a match in these apps, it would explode with all this. Double tinfoil reversal. Double tinfoil reversal. That's like a move on the high bars. No, the fake laugh. You wanted to do it again. I laughed again. I fake laugh. Oh my god. I like I said. I think it's peaking or something on the microphone, and it's cutting it out. You might have to record it. Yeah. Are you laugh gassing me? When Chad pointed something. When Chad did it, it cut out a little bit of it at one point. I think it's because Discord actually sometimes is like, is that a human or is that something else? Maybe you need to scoot away from the mic so it doesn't peak, but it also picks it up if it's loud enough. Well, I mean, at least we have confirmation from Discord that. Or we could just move on with the weekend warrior. Is oh, I really wanted to hear the fake laughs. Okay. Well, here's the thing. How about I've got an idea. We can combine both of these ideas, right? All right. A oh, good what? a good bit of fakery, right, is all in the timing and the presence. Mm. So let's continue with the video and we'll all squeeze in our squeeze fake laughs. Fake oh, and right? once it's done, call it out like a few seconds later. That was my fake one, by the way, if nobody says anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Try. okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, do it. Okay. All right. Well, Florence Pugh is a win. That's what we're on. So you could laugh at that, theoretically, but it could also be fake. Let's get this out. View is always a win. And you can put always so much win. stuff always in there. Really always, really? Always. Oh, I beg your pardon, Serena. Was Clearly, Luke would have a problem with Serena. Also weird that he keeps getting involved with abused and trauma. Serena? Who's Serena? Luke with Serena? What are we... Who's Serena? Oh, I'm so is it a reference to some other show with this actor starred in? Is that the idea? Probably, probably, yeah. yeah. It is Serena Alexandra, Serena Anastasia, Serena Maria Fedorovna, Serena a novel, Serena Catherine, Serena Elizabeth. Try Serena Florence Pugh. See if that brings up anything. Mm. Serena Pugh. No. Like a TV um, show or movie or anything. Now there's a. It's saying, do you mean Trina Pugh or Sabrina Pugh? But probably not. So. Serena what now? Who's the actor for Mason? One sec. I'm gonna reverse engineer this, or maybe regular engineer. Rake Mason, played by O.T. Fagbini. Is that seriously his name? Oh, sorry, not an I. Fagbenly. Fagbenly. Did you just say Fagbenly? That's, hey look, I ain't, 
I didn't name that's him. That's a bit mean <laughs> to call Ben Lee a fag. I mean, that's not cool. Anyway, that's the... His first name is O.T. with a dad? I don't... I don't... So his his oh, name yeah. is... Oh, he's is got... He he's got uh, oh, his this name is... This is the weirdest is, um, rapper. <laughs> so his name... His... All right, Over so the his top name... <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, his name is... Uh, Olatunde Olateju... Olaul Lorem. That's his. That those no, are like no. his first three names. No, it's no, no, no. His 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 rapper name is Over the Top Fag Benny. Well, no. I, I, right now, well, I'm his rapper to name isn't his, his real, real name. name. Like I'm Fringy was saying yeah. his real name. Oh wait, you said no, no, no. His rapper. So he is a rapper. I thought that was like a joke. Or is he not? Uh, it says he is an actor, screenwriter, songwriter, and director. It does not say that he's a rapper. I, I don't know where that came from at all. I'm assuming it was a joke anyway, we can worry with the... making. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I guess, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry. It's, it's, like it's OT gaslight. And so Luke, Luke Bancole or Bancole is, is, the, is the character he plays in The Handmaid's Tale. There you go. Oh, okay. And is she in The Handmaid's Tale? Or... Uh, well, no. Handmaid's Tale has oh, wait, no, traumatized sorry, women not... in it, so... Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah, well, I have to pee, so you guys discuss that. I'll be back in a moment. Okay. Alright. Um, oh. Yeah, meta, okay. meta commentary, that deserves a win point because reasons. Because he, he, because he, 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 because he chose, time. yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll just be a win that, hey, look, there's this weird connection, kind of, if you think about it. Great. Do you reckon he's going to mention yeah. all the prison deaths? I think not. No problem. Are Probably we not. even going to make it that far? In, in... We are. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's going to skip it. Well, Wait. remember, that's next. That's, like, right after this scene, so... Oh, you mean, like, will he skip over? That's kind of what I'm asking. Do you think yeah. he'll address it or not? Maybe he'll go... Oh, it's a family moment. He'll ignore the, the whole family jail moment. sequence. <laughs> uh, I have returned to fun. <sighs> hey, Ranks. So what happens now? We're going to hit play. You ready? I I am ready. Yeah. Boom. You can believe it. Women. What's your deal? Pretty sure that's what? a relic for love, and it's got to be Melina, right? And those two are Natasha. Yeah. Google Translate says it's Helena, but it sounds like it's pronounced Yelena. Also, the collarbone says Lady Luck, which for the record was just one letter wrong. I'm guessing this is all worth saying it's great. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. He, is, he, he figured out the trivia. He's No, he's trying to copy Cinema Sins when he points out irrelevant or out-of-place things in the background, or if he reads the actual mm. articles and newspapers um, that are put down yeah. and points out wrong dates and things. And... Yeah, you can disingenuously place ironic criticism on movies by pointing out things that people don't really pay attention to because and say, ah, oh, it's wrong, it's got the wrong date. But in this one, he's pointing out things that actually make sense in the thing, but it's not really... Well, I'd be on board with relevant. that if um, if not for the fact that his relationship to them wrong, is, wrong. is garbage. Um, yeah. The idea that's like, look, he yeah, tattooed makes no them sense on him. Yeah, that he would have the tattoos, yeah. yeah. It would make more sense for him to tattoo his fucking self on him, which he has on his back, I think, right? Captain America. Some, um, yeah, like I don't consider this a good detail because it just makes me confused about him. 
Udua, which I used my ultimate genius to ascertain was not correct. I don't believe your ability to find out what the Russian is on these. I, I actually would probably, probably err on the side of the movie got it right. Because if you just flat out phonetically Google the names, yeah. like then it'll be different. Because names are often similar in languages, but they will not be always the same, especially if one of them might be the native language of that name. And we're used to saying it a different way. He probably did one Google and then he was like, eh, it works. And then it was like, okay. Like Juan and like John and Juan. Yeah. Like they're not oh, yeah, well, similar. It's well, the same name. Seriously, Joshua, right? That comes from Jeshua or Jeshu, which actually is Yeesh. a Hebrew name for Jesus. And so, um, yeah, names can change pronunciation through languages quite dramatically. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, left hopper at Russian prison camp? Brutal. Even for you, Eleven. Oh, uh, Stranger Things reference. Oh. Dang. Yeah, I don't... It's a win. Yeah, it's a win. Anyway, this shield, you know, that he carries with him like a, like a precious baby blanket. Where's the lie? But to be fair, it did save him It's a weapon. It's also a shield. <laughs> also, yeah, it's... I mean... Yeah? It did save he him from falling out that window that one time. What do we... What are we doing? No, and, and his whole, the context of the conversation is a lie because he's talking about how he fought Captain America. And this is, and this is when the other guy said, you, well, uh, Captain America fought out in the 2000s or something. He's saying, but, as cinema wins, that yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. He does treat that shield as a baby blanket. It's like, what? No? He uses it exactly. It's like saying well, all the people with guns treat their guns as baby blankets. It's like, well, no, that. They use them as guns. It's a tool. Yeah. I mean, in any capacity that he would have met Captain America, he would have the shield, and that's his weapon, so he would be very serious about keeping it handy. It's about as, like, insightful oh, okay, as a okay. comment as, like, you treat your clothes like a baby blanket. And I'm like, I, I, I wear them. Yeah, I, I like well, them. Yeah, I do <laughs> use them to protect me from the, the natural things, yes. From falling out the window that one time. Yes, that oh, is the one time the shield has been reference. pretty useful. Yep. <laughs> That's the only the time. time. <laughs> I use it to my advantage. I take it. I push him out the window. What year was this? Oh, well, that was a win. Oh, that was a win. Why okay. That, a win? that was a win. Okay. Oh, okay. Is is he suggesting that because Cap helped himself when he fell out of a, a window of a building with the shield, that him taking the shield off him and pushing him out a window that is, does he think that's a reference or? I just don't follow that. That's a win, I guess. Captain America was still frozen in ice then. Hmm, so maybe they're saying that there aren't two timelines and the cap that Alexi fought was the one that stayed with Peggy. No, no. people have said this in my comment no. section. No, history would change completely if he was fucking with it like mm -hmm. that much. He has to literally, like, stay in Peggy's house and then go to the supermarket with a fucking, like, a baraclava <laughs> on to make sure no one recognizes yeah. him. The, and then he'll have other problems to deal with yeah, at that point. Honestly, though, it, it doesn't matter. Him being there means it's a separate timeline, because it can't be the of one without him being to. there. Like, pe yeah. People legitimately well, think that's a great little, like, he went back in time and just stayed. It's like, no, 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 no. With how they've explained well, it, that's a different timeline. So the reality is, is that scene breaks Endgame. Like, that scene destroys it. What, Whatever you, yeah. semblance of, of sense you thought there was in the time travel, it just, it breaks, it completely breaks in half. Well, I mean, it depends how they try and explain it. He's either nah, lying there's or no, there's he... no way. 
There's what? You think no he's way. not lying? You think he actually fought Captain America? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. I thought we we're talking about the time travel thing. Still. Wait. All right. Because. What are you saying? I was saying there's multiple ways to explain his comment that he fought Captain America. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He's lying. And uh, and, he's lying. One could be that he's lying. Or he ran across the black super soldier who, I don't know, was wearing Captain America uniform at the time. He Um, wouldn't have been Captain America. He would have been someone else. He would have been someone else. Yeah. So yeah, he wouldn't have he mistaken could... him for Steve Rogers. That would be yeah, like that would have been unless a... unless he wants the glory and is lying that it was Steve. Well, Rogers. so at it would, that it point would he's still, still lying. That, right? then lying. Still come back, yeah. but it's not lying as much as he fought no one and is making up an entire battle. He's like, right. oh, I fought a super soldier from America, so Which, it's close frankly, enough. It's more likely he... that's well, yeah, some people like was it Isaiah Bradley? Him. It was like Isaiah didn't have a shield, did he? And then he's also black. <laughs> like, There's no way that he had a shield, right? Because they were they didn't have enough vibranium unless it was just like not a vibranium shield i guess which would be strange like well it feels like you've lost the utility of it if you don't have a vibranium shield isn't the whole point that and if he was out super durable doing missions with a shield with people mistaking him from captain america it's like how did this never come up exactly oh, that's a good point he would have been on multiple missions unless he just went, well as we know he did go on unless multiple they were missions, all over it yeah. um, well he killed everybody maybe <laughs> like that stuff feels like the only way that it <laughs> works or John Walker 1.0 that we haven't heard about yet. It was a John Walker 1.0 we haven't heard about yet. I mean, what do you think is the actual what? Lance, buddy? Like, what well, yeah. you, what you really Jesus Christ, people. Can't he just have been lying? Why can't he just be lying? Yeah. He's lying to fellow inmates to make himself seem extra tough. Yeah, He's lying it. very poorly, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my criticism of it. It's a stupid lie, but at the same time, like... Why are we like, maybe there's this whole of the Captain America we know nothing about, neither does the world. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> let's, just, let's just assume that. Yeah, why is that the, why is that the explanation? Well, why not just him lying? I agree. Yeah. 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 That's a cool Look at the big bear. His name is Ursa, and you're calling him a big bear? Something tells me you might have oh, some Ursa. Yeah, this is the thing that I think I let. Um, major problems. Um, on Ursa on the line. So, so he's he's a it's a reference to a comic uh, character. He's um, oh. he's a mutant. Oh. Which is why everyone's worried. Actually, <laughs> it's like, uh oh. Major. Pro- I can see why anyone would be called. I can see why a big guy would be called bear. Well, but if you get it though, it's like he's a bear. His mutant power is to become a bear, I think, or something. So that's why everyone's like, "Oh, they're giving us clues, 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 clues." clues." Much like when they showed um, the the devil sort of uh, stained glass thing, everyone's like, "Mephisto, Mephisto," and then it wasn't. They're like, Mephesto's in WandaVision. No, he's not. Like, Mephesto. He might be in something eventually. Don't Please worry. Give us come Mephesto. Don't worry. They'll get him. Yeah, they'll bring yeah. him in. You'll all cheer. And then he'll be shit. And you'll be like, I wish they never did Mephesto. <laughs> and then it's like, well, no, but hey, Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Woo! Doctor Doom. Galactus. Yeah. Oh, I wish they Oh, they fucked both of them up. Oh, shit. Who, who's left? Uh, Magneto? Oh, no. Actually, no. Namor. Oh, he's on his way. He's definitely on his way. Who else is oh coming? Just um, all of it. All of it. Well, really I mean, the Fantastic Four are on their way. Uh, the X-Men oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, X-People are on their way. X-People. Now. Oh, yeah, there was that X. interview where it's like, why would we call them X-Men anymore? There were women on the team. Oh it's like, God. I didn't realize that's how the <laughs> It's <laughs> people kind. 
X people. <laughs> the X, X people? God damn it. X persons. X women. Two. Women's. Based on that wrist. Wow, tattoos of Lenin, Karl Marx on his knuckles. I guess my real. What's this guy's ethos? Political wins. Come for the obvious Easter eggs. Stay for the satirical political. It's not. Satirical he's from the fucking history? Soviet Union. You dipshit. Think, Holy fuck! Um, How thick are you? And excuse me. Also, just saying that. Oh, Karl Marx commentary. That's not fucking commentary. You, you, not commentary. Yeah, already. Yeah. Like, you think you have George yeah. fucking Washington <laughs> as a tattoo? That's political commentary. <laughs> That political commentary, the the political ideologies, the tattoos are revealing aren't too far removed from the political ideologies of the actor playing the role. Hey, how about that one for commentary? Well, exactly. is he, he saying that. that it's too obvious what his political leanings are? No, well, I think you're yeah. giving him far too much credit. <laughs> but why would he say it's a win then, if it's too obvious? Yeah. I so I can't I can never answer that question with, for you for any of these. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with I agree with Indigo Gaming. It's like cinema things. It's like, oh, I noticed the thing. Call it a win. That's that's. I the noticed whole something. Video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's very confusing because, yeah, like, if we cut out everything he says after the the question, right, and he just said, "What's this guy's ethos?" It could be like, "Oh, I get it," because because it's so obvious that he supports Karl Marx, and, okay. Sure, but what, how is that satirical? I mean, he wouldn't be allowed Well, so, yeah. so I was gonna say, if we, if we agree on that, and then we read the rest. Political wins, come for the obvious Easter eggs, stay for the satirical political commentary. Okay. I have no idea what he means it, by this. Yeah, you're not yeah, making commentary, you're saying, like, I know who that person it. is. I guess I don't understand. Isn't an Easter egg that a Soviet super soldier has Soviet... Uh, things like tattooed on himself. Is that an Easter egg or is that just part of his character? Second of all, where's the satire? What are you satirizing? Yeah, exactly. I don't he, would, he wouldn't be allowed to have any You're not satirizing. Hey, look, him. he's got marks on him. That's political commentary that's satirical. <laughs> it's funny. This is about equivalent as him saying, oh, look, a communist flag. This political commentary. Well, well the, the, the Red Guardian. Guy he's got a American. red outfit and he's part of the Soviet well, Union, which uses well, red a lot. Ooh. I feel like the, I feel like the oh, easy satirical commentary. I don't know if Captain America. It's like, wow, he's got like a, he's got the the star, you know, red, white, and blue on his shield. What's his ethos? Stay for the political, satirical, political commentary. It's like, what, what is that? Like, you haven't done anything. <laughs> I don't know. You haven't said anything. There's no satire here. There's no commentary either. Like, like, oh, the right, most there's, basic there's, thing it's I not even. Give him. And yeah. he did give it's it like, a win. I noticed that. I noticed an object. Commentary, like. Yeah. Those oh, political wins come for the obvious Easter eggs. Stay for the satirical political commentary. Okay. Come up and I know it seems unwarranted. No. What come up and to hang like, on, hang on. Satirical. Uh, I, I got one. Satirical political commentary is like, oh look, I have a picture of Karl Marx. They really want to show that ideology. They should have shown the Antifa symbol instead. Ha <laughs> ha. So, yeah, wait, exactly. sorry, I'm I'm so, still stuck on this. Satirical political commentary. Wait, sorry. My mind is like, what did these guys do to this guy? What they they, do they ate the food that was sent for him. So the come and up they, and they, they laughed at him. Pull through a, 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 a glass window, like that's your come up. And you get well, and, and look what he says. Maimed. I know it seems unwarranted, but you eat a man's dessert, you get defenestrated, as in pulled through, well, tossed through a window. As in. You get pulled through a window by a super soldier and possibly die. Like if you land really badly on your neck. 
I know it seems How's unwarranted. <laughs> it is unwarranted. Just is, yeah. This, this is the thing. He's, so he's commenting on the morality of this. Will he comment on the morality of what happens next? That's well, not a win. Yeah, because when we talk about... No, that isn't a win. Like, so, you know, these two guys, they ate some food. That was pretty bad. These people, they did nothing, and they got buried on the snow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what in the Foreign world? Dessert, you get defenestrated. In Soviet Russia, door opens you. Oh, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense. Door didn't, oh, the he door opened didn't the door. Open <laughs> yeah, he opened the door. Yeah. That doesn't Very make sense. That doesn't kick his face in. Yeah, this yeah, doesn't that, make sense. That would work if he tried to ram the door and then just smack into the door. And then the door opened into his face. Yeah, well, yeah. It'd, it'd be funnier uh, if the door opened and then he fell onto the ground. It's like, ha I have a sentient door and I hate you. Yeah, or, or there's an explosion on the other side and the door breaks off his hinges and slams right into him. And it's like, the door opens you. That That's closer, but he opens the door, and you say he in Soviet Russia, door. door opens you. That doesn't make any fucking sense. No, he opened <laughs> the door. Because we literally saw it in Soviet Russia, Super Soldier opens door. Yep. That, so, that, what the hell? That's... <laughs> it's just because it's Russia. That's it. <laughs> it's just Russia. <laughs> yeah. That didn't work. I don't, think I don't think I'm doing this joke right. Oh my god. Uh, he actually uh, can't. Oh, wow. Why did you do it? We jumped it against himself. Man, I don't think we jumped the gun. We commented just like he did. We had the exact same commentary he did. I guess the thing is, is that he still kept it in. That's the problem. Why did you keep it in? Yeah. What the fuck? Because Mahler, just... he has to make the sweet 15 minute mark. Was so it, that's why you put like, the joke in. This is the equivalent of us pointing something out that's bad in a movie, and then a character goes, wait, that doesn't make sense, and they carry on. It's like, so... Okay. Yeah, it didn't make sense, I agree. <laughs> just, yeah, it just lampshaded, he just lampshaded his own video. I don't know, I guess he really wanted to keep it in. I, no, I think, yeah, I like the idea that he really wanted it in there. Yeah, it's like, I know it doesn't make sense, but I want it. I want I it in just, my video. I get I, it. Uh, the cynical part of me is just like, he put it in, even though he wrote it down, he knew the joke didn't make sense. Is that so the joke? Do you think, it. he's like, it's funny that it doesn't make sense. People will laugh at that. Oh, that's also that's but also like the people who would laugh at that joke. I don't want in my audience. I, I just sit here confused, and then I'm like, oh, he realized it didn't make sense too. Okay, nice. I'm doing this joke right. Super soldier. Encouragement. You haven't done any oh, joke right. None win. of them are funny. Encouragement. <laughs> Encouragement. Get some counter, really. So the problem God. is they don't tell him where to go. They just let him stand around for ages. It's not really Again, encouraging, is it? He's really trying to copy CinemaSins, and as, you know, bad or good you want to criticize CinemaSins for, he's doing a much worse job than CinemaSins. Like, at least when CinemaSins has those one-line commentaries, sometimes there's a bit of erotic humor, where this one is just, it's all missing. Yeah. It's all over the place. <laughs> now that's a superhero landing. <laughs> Shut the fuck uh, up. Well, that, there you go. Now you got more sampling for the fake laugh contest. Wow. No oh, way. That, yeah. was, that was already... I've been that, doing fake laughs. Fake laugh. yeah. yeah, you've already done that. That's all I'm trying to do is <laughs> repeat is, his laugh. His fake laughs have all been different, by the way. He's trying to sound real. Like, that, it, the, they're so obviously fake, yet... He's put it in because well, I think he thinks it's was convincing. I was just. Well, That's what I mean. His fake funny. laughs have been different because they're not his laughs. He's just trying to no, create right. a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tommy Wiseau's laugh in the room, right? He does that, doesn't he? Like, <laughs>
I am laughing. What a funny story, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's top notch. <laughs> what a funny story, Cinema Wins. <laughs> now that's a superhero landing. More encouragement. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> right man, she killed me. What is this? Oh my god, why is- how is Florence Pugh's delivery so perfect every time? Keep laughing, buddy. We're about to get a massacre. Keep laughing. Is this a parody? Like, oh, isn't she wonderful? Yeah, it does seem- darn amazing? Is she- he's- And self-assuredness. And self-assuredness. Perfect every time. Alright, here comes your challenge as a critic. Can you do it? Can you acknowledge what happens here? Don't high-top me and tell me it's about my bad faith interpretation, okay? Be a cool way to die. Priorities! Uh, oh! Oh, oh hey, no. look, he's about to show it, let's see. Can he do it? He's- you know what, with that commentary, he's getting a little bit closer, because it's almost like he's saying she's prioritizing um, how cool it would be to die that way versus the gravity of the situation. Could, could be that we're getting somewhere. There's some soul here, maybe. Yeah. He he almost was saying it in an ironic way, saying your priorities are messed up, um, to try but and point out the incongruity of it. We would say her priorities are messed up because she's not concerned about the potential of damage this is going to deal to the people below, but he might be saying yeah. she's fucking up because she should be worrying about getting out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, we'll have to find out. We'll see. Wait, what magical blue energy thing were they hiding in the hair? Yeah. Oh. Wow. That, that's, oh. Is that a Cinema Sins or? I don't even know. That was a win. That was a win. The weird blue light is a win. <laughs> okay. I, I saw a weird blue light and I clapped. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a weird blue light. <laughs> win. What's that doing there? Win. Dude, why is that a win? Help me. Why is that a win? <laughs> Because he noticed it, Muller. It's a cinema thing. I think. Just not fit. So, yeah. If there's one thing he's good at, it's hanging on to aircraft as it ascends. The... Okay, so oh, we, he, we aren't talking about it then. It. I, well, yeah, we might have skipped it. We'll have to see. Your time of the month. I don't get my period. I don't have a uterus. Or ovaries. That's what happens when the red room. I think we have skipped it. Yeah, you're probably right. That's okay. it. He's yeah, this is after the, the, the test. Here is your second test. What are you going to say about this? All right, let's see. Gives you an involuntary yeah. hysterectomy. They just get right in there and they chop them all away. I'm just going to pause for the sake of us. Honestly, a frank conversation about hysterectomies and hymns. <laughs> a frank conversation. <laughs> Why are you laughing again? A frank conversation. I, I read ahead. The frank. About in the MCU, sign me up. A frank sign conversation about hysterectomies oh in the God. MCU. Wow, this. Oh yeah, that just one fucking so world. creepy. It's like what oh, in the world? Yeah. What the Talk fuck am I listening to? And uteruses and oh, to what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah, this is like <laughs> that sounds it's so crazy. So I can't even make a joke about it. Jesus Christ, it's so fucked up. What is this? It, you want conversations about hysterectomies in the MCU? Why? <laughs> what? But also it's the tiny it, it's fuck up. Level. Like, why? It's it's this is apparently a frank conversation. This conversation. Yeah. This no, it's a joking. It's, a it's not a it's frank a joke, conversation. Yeah. It's a joke, and it's not even a yeah. funny joke. And she should be really distraught about that. Like she makes well, a. It's it's downright tasteless. Yeah.
I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with how they've handled the it previously. Fucking. Funny. Yeah. <sighs> and Natalia, she's expressed that she's she would have liked children. You know, it's something that she regrets. She feels abused and violated from what happened to her. And oh, it's a joke now. Yeah. And but the thing is, there were so many things he could have said, and this is what he said. Yeah. Yeah. I was not prepared for this. Sign me up. Okay. See you. You know what I love? Fucking hysterectomies. The conversation. The conversation. Hysterectomy. against the last time Nat talked about it. All hush hush. In the red room. Why do you? What do you mean all hush hush? They were. No, but it's dramatic. Yeah, I saw it. It's like they were almost treating it with a sense of reverence and respect for how distraught and horrifying it was. It's not a joke. She it's says not, no, yeah, the, they yeah, sterilize you, and she starts to tear up because we know what that means. Yeah. You don't need her to say they get yeah. right in there and they chop away all of it and then they pull it all out. Okay, thanks for that. Where I was trained, they sterilize you. It's honest. Sorry, you shouldn't be comparing to actual storytellers. This is not at that. all. Um, yeah, this performance is honest and raw. I'm reading ahead, but why why is it being comical? Like the the thing. Oh, so she, so he's complimenting the uh, the 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 one in Black Widow. He's yeah, he's, by comparison to this, like uh, uh, the, yeah, okay. Mean, let, oh, let let us let this oh, play. For, I was about to say. Oh, so the Black Widow, oh, the way that he handles it in Age of Ultron, <laughs> Whedon is really well done. Um, this guy is saying yeah. that like Black Widow's done better, and this is his reason why. It's honest and raw and isn't scared of using the correct medical names even while still being pretty dang comical. In a macabre It's kind pretty of dang comical. You fucking clap at anything, you seal. I can't believe that we've not only complimented raw, what they're doing here, but he's also denigrated the prior scene in Age of Ultron as being too hush-hush. Yeah. Masterful. Yeah, and even, like, being inferior to this scene. That's amazing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's... I can't even make fun of that. It's... Just what are we so doing? Because like stupid. the goal in both scenes is to get the information to the audience and then get uh, we'll get the information of the event to the audience and how the characters feel about it. Nice and mm -hmm. like I say subtle in terms of how we got the uh, information in Age of Ultron and very clear how Natasha feels about it. In this scene, yeah. the information is delivered like a clumsy fucking idiot. Like it's all chopped out and pulled yeah. out. Lol. You're like. Okay, you, you, you're thinking about how I should even feel about that, but then you've also got these two, like, making jokes about it. So, wait, yeah. do they- what do they think about- Florence Pugh has been able to deal with this as an adult, the- the, the ability to create life has been stolen from her, right? And this is- this only recently she's been able to really acknowledge that and deal with it, and she's already making jokes. It's like, damn. Like, lol. I don't believe that, I'm sorry. Neither do I. I don't believe that. Yeah, because it's bullshit, and well, the way you'd expect it to be dealt with is how it's dealt with. It to show that, but well, some people use dark humor as coping mechanisms for traumatic events, but that's not what's coming across here. It this is the guy that made it happen. Simple. There's no way she would be joking about it with him. Yeah. She would yeah, rip him to shreds yeah. over not with it. Him, not with him, yeah. Especially, I think Chad. Chad had the right word, dismissive. It, it's like. You you made this very important yeah, the, uh, dramatic event like a joke. It, gotta, it comes across like that. It's not like even a dark humor, like you're coping with the event. It, 
I, I I get what you're also say, saying, Shad. It's not, but it doesn't come. Yeah, it doesn't come across like that. Yeah. Yeah, there is. So, I agree that you could make a context where well, you could had, make a joke the about reason it. Being, uh, Shad, you, you cut out. Yeah, well, because they don't show any part of her actually showing true sorrow and regret mm, of it yeah. actually happening. It's only just a joke that she's throwing away. And well, we so never talk no about it again. We never talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. This, is just, her, it this is like her skip. commentary on what happened to her. This is this is the extent of her commentary on And it. this is the man that encouraged them all to, to go into the program, and he doesn't even know this happened. There's so much here that could have been used for good storytelling. Yeah. Instead, it's a quick joke, and it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it's a skit, the way they use their hands also. Like, yeah, and, and he's rewarding it for being honest and raw. Yeah. And pretty dang comical in macabre sort of way. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, it's shit. That's the thing, it would have been cool to actually have a scene where they address to him that they feel he is as much responsible for most people, but if not a bit more so, for what happened in their yep. lives. Instead, yeah. they're just annoyed at him throughout the film until the end yeah. where they, like, hold his hand or whatever, and they're like, aw. You're like, okay. <laughs> nah, but there's our tough guy standing, so scared of the ovaries. Uh, so scared of the ovaries? Is that what he what said? Are you doing? The what tough are you guy standing. Scared of them a win. And that's a win? No, no, no. First off, that doesn't work because she doesn't have ovaries. Second off, <laughs> like, it's not the ovaries that we're afraid of here. It's just the graphic description of an evasive procedure she shouldn't be making in character anyway. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't understand. Like, I, like I said, I got nothing for this. There's a tough guy standing so scared of the ovary. What are you talking about? If he was a tough guy, wouldn't he be not scared of the ovaries? Because he was. A well, to be honest guy. with you, Shad, I'm not sure. I believe he knew nothing about this procedure anyway. I'm not sure that the position he had. How could he not know this? It feels weird that he wouldn't yeah. have known, especially with um, Mil Melina. She went through the. Yeah. She said she went through the Black Widow program four times before she got Natasha, and he was married to her for three years. She never told him that she was sterilized. I doubt it. Yeah. Tough guy stand in so scared of the ovaries. You cannot kill a fox that sweet. Yeah. What? <laughs> Flirting with a memory? Memory? He's, he's referring to this... Melina and he says you can't kill a fox yeah. that swift. Why? What do you mean flirting okay, with a memory? Right. I'm sleepy. <laughs> it's 8 a.m. Like, hang on. I'm out of, I don't remember the context. Why does Natalia say you? Because, well, so when he says you can't kill a fox that swift, they're interpreting that as sexual. And that's why they're like, ew, it don't talk about sexual, it like that. Though. Well, so, because this is the thing, right? If nobody had told me anything about this and, and he said you can't kill a fox that swift, I'd assume he's talking about a, like, combat prowess. Yeah, craftiness. Yeah. That's just really. But know, Natasha says, ew. And it's like, oh. I guess. Uh, so mem means uh, something else. Must, it, apparently, it's something what? sexual, I, and so that's he's very bizarre. And then the commentary from Cinema Wins is, "Haha, flirting with a memory, memory flirting." Is that a thing? There's probably a name. What? How does that work? How does that work? So, if you compliment someone in any kind of sexual manner or or in their appearance, you are flirting with them, but through your memories because they're not in the room. 
and that's worth a win. Why wouldn't you just no, say it's... it's a compliment to them rather than you're flirting with memories? It's a very... Yeah, it's a very weird term it's for It's a roundabout it. way of saying something that isn't that complicated at all. He's literally like, they couldn't have killed her because she's two X. It's like, wow, look at you, memory flirted. <laughs> like, what? It's like... Isn't it not just, so wow, look at you recalling information? <laughs> like, I just don't understand a lot of this commentary. Flirting is the that's probably name for that. I don't think we have enough fuel for St. Petersburg. No, we're good. We'll make it. Ah, they didn't make it. No one... And that's a win. Why is, Why is that, that a win? win? They failed. Why is that a win? Why did they trust that he knew when he didn't even look at the fuel gauge? Why did they not bring fuel up? To fuel the... Why did they it, assume the red the room win? would be within distance of the fucking prison? Is the way I mean, that he, he they could made try a joke. and say, yeah, it's like he might be trying to compliment that, hey, there was a joke there and in the juxtaposition of we weren't making and they crash. And but he doesn't say that. He's just like, yeah, oh, they crash. Oh, I noticed the thing. Cinema <laughs> things. <laughs> it's like saying, oh, there's a tree there. Win. 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 Oh, they're talking. Ruthlessness. <laughs> Compliments. I guess. Oh, see, see, he did it's it. It's a cinema <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> he did it! He did it, Chad! It's... He just a random thing! Ding! We were talking! Ding. God, he really is desperate. He's even- it's in the script. Compliments? That's a- that's a win? I don't know. Question, compliments? Question mark? <laughs> he, he, even he isn't sure! <laughs> he doesn't know if this is a win by his own yeah, standards. He, he put the, yeah, he put it there, right? There was a question mark and compliments? A scene is happening. Win. Avengers Super Jeff. Yeah, he acts like he's not a fan, but he's a fan. And... What? Oh, it's what? What the fuck? Because he said, "Why didn't you get an Avengers Super Jet?" And he's like, "Oh, so he must be a fan of the Avengers, even though he says he isn't." That's a win. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Oh, super, super thin. To say that's. A... And this is the end of part one, but if you oh. want to see part two, oh, yeah, we right really got to make this two part 15 minutes. Yeah, that was really tough to make. To read you're watching right now. I'm okay. in a main fucking 15 minutes on this Man, video. Two minutes of Nebula. Fuck that. I'm out. Oh my god. Okay, uh, speaking of God, it's 8 a.m. and I didn't sleep. So. Very <laughs> I, well, weekend morning. I got, I got to split and go to mass. So that's okay. You, that you, you, you sleep. That is unfortunate. Yeah, I was gonna say you could have yeah, helped I... us here, but you know you're abandoning us. That's fine. You know we'll deal with it. Yeah. No, you you got my laughter, so you just call chat. <laughs> no, we <and> didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced you liar. Weekend warrior. Okay. But I really do got to split. Oh, I kind of so... I kind of heard a laugh there. Do you want to um? <laughs> okay. Want to tell yeah. people where you're at and what you're doing and why you, they should come subscribe. Hey guys, I'm the Weekend Warrior, and I make fun of bad media, specifically movies and video games. So, I'm not gonna say what my next one is, cause that's a secret. And oh, thanks, Smaller. Thanks, thanks, Chad, Rags, Smaller, Fring, Fringy, and the mm -hmm. Wallabies. <laughs> so I'll see you guys. Mm -hmm. okay. Take care. See you. Good dude. morning. Good night. Good afternoon. Mm -hmm. Take care. Bye bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Bye bye. Doodles. Links in description. So, so, we started at 4 a.m. for me, and I actually stayed up all night, so I haven't slept, and now it's like 10 a.m. Oh. So, yeah. You... I'm not sure how much longer I can manage. 
well, just whenever you want to jump out, it's no problem. Um, well, I'm, I'm conscious at the moment. Well, are you guys ready for part two or what? <laughs> Man. I mean, I'll, I mean, I could do it if y'all want to do it. Um, I am on board. I don't think I'm up to it, honestly, guys. Uh, well, uh, you can stay for however long you want, honestly. Like, you can just drop out whenever. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm about to crash. And, uh, and I have to admit, getting through that cinema wins that was that was actually rough because there there was a lot of oof and mm, in in that one agreed that was, a, that was a, a rough one and so just thinking about a whole nother part two i'm not i don't Fair think enough. i can manage unfortunately i'm i'm i have the, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak <laughs> unfortunately well yeah if you want do you want so, to jump out now or yeah, I think I have to bow out now, unfortunately, guys. It's been a pleasure, as always, though. Yes, yeah. Thanks for joining us, and uh, I'll pop a link in, in, in chat and in the description. I figure they know oh, you pretty you. well at this point. Uh, what, have, what, have, what have you got coming? Now. What have you got coming? What's, what's to be excited about? Well, well, pu published a video uh, just today, uh, or last night, depending where you live, uh, on the rule of cool and uh, the problems of it and how to do it right. Uh, and there's a bit of some behind the scenes for the short film as well, because I filmed ah. it on set in person. Uh, and uh, honestly, it's one of those videos I'm really proud of. Uh, it's one of the best I think I've ever made. Uh, addresses the subjects uh, quite extensively and uh, covers all the areas. And, and it's one of those ones where... Uh, I watched it at the end. I was like, "Oh, that turned out even better than I, yeah, I'd hoped." And so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Well, exciting stuff. Um, all the best, Shadowisty. We'll see you the next time we see you. All right, thanks, guys. I'll catch you around. See you, dude. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Well, since it's us three, I'm sure we can get through part two real quick, right? Sure. I just hope yeah, it's we'll not see. more of just like he just says well, something and we're either confused as to why he said it or it doesn't. It's gonna mostly be confusion. It's so annoying that like the format is exactly the same, but it doesn't get criticized because it's positive. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh it's as insubstantial. It's kind of the proof that it's not actually about what you say, it's just whether or not you're positive or negative, and it's just like that's shit. Yeah, it's not it's not much. It's not. It's not really any different. The only difference is you like it more because it's positive. Alrighty, well, let's let's. I mean, he's he's, yeah. he's coming up to Act Three. It's going to be real hard for him to find positives. Yeah. Don't do it again. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you both. Can you see how this video is clearly hacked in half as well? It's not Absolutely. It's not yeah, built in two parts. He just chopped there's it. There's no reason to do this, though. You can just have it be one. There's oh. no... The reason why things used to be in parts was because it was like a 10-minute limit, uh, ten minute limit on videos. Th that hasn't been around for like a decade at this point. Yeah, but, frankly, I can think of a reason why you do it. Well, of course. Double the... Double the, the everything. And it's not even... It's not even like a difficult. He clearly barely put any work into this, which oh, he yeah. probably doesn't barely put also, work into fucking anything he makes. That's so. something I've been invested in as an idea. How long do you think it would take you, completely honest now, to take part one, just part one of this this fucking thing, and recreate it? But you main you pretty much keep everything the same except it's your voice, obviously. Um, oh, I could pump it out in a day. 
I'm I, so, I'm literally gunning for like how many hours do you think it would take? So I'm guessing uh, you'd have to type down his script. Then I feel like it would take a couple of days, max though. Well, so I'm not <laughs> sure because it's 15 minutes, right? And then a lot of it is true. It's just footage. Uh, this thing, the the visuals, the the most time consuming thing is wind counter and the subtitles. Right, probably. But yeah. you have a preset for that, and so you could put them in and just clip the time, or you just go in at the end. You just read out the script and you go back and subtitle it and adjust the timing. But visuals for the actual movie are really easy because like, it's just footage <clears throat> from the movie. We copy down That's the script it. takes let's call it twenty minutes because a fifteen minute video just give you that extra bit. Oh no, I think you could do it fast. I guess that depends on typing speed. Recording it, let's say an hour. Just to make sure you get everything the way you want it to be. It's Hopefully, only... yeah, yeah. You recorded oh, your lines. Oh, half it. Well, it's. I mean, it's going to be different for everybody. Um, and then you chop that up. That should take what? Uh, just over however long it was recorded for, something like that. Maybe chopping up the audio. Yeah, to be into it. Put it I into would. Place. Oh, I would. I do that as I go. So that wouldn't be. That w I don't think that wouldn't really be extra time for me. Because that's just, I just record in like little chunks anyway, little bits. That's how I'm Couple doing sentences. It now. Yeah, record a couple sentences and just cut it and then start a new one, a couple minutes or a couple sentences, cut it. And this isn't exactly a complex script. No. You're not really trying to package your ideas in any kind of enlightening or insightful way. This is very, very vulgar, you know? Well, so so you, you get all them in place, then you get the visuals. That's going to be the longest part more than likely, and 15 minutes of visuals, mainly from Black Widow. Hmm, that could Has take... there been stuff from out of Black Widow? There's been a couple, very few references outside of Black Widow. Um, you had the Winter Soldier clip. I think there's been a few others, but nothing too strenuous. That Chase could... said I used to make these videos three times a week. Yeah, dude, like I'm saying, this is a day. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm trying I to... Cool. I didn't want to say it without back. trying to get there piece by piece, because it sounds like a little bit arrogant or whatever, but I'd just be like, no, I think you could do this in under a day. I'm pretty sure that's oh, possible. Yeah. Absolutely, it's possible. I mean, if this is what you do, if, if this is going to be... Especially if we're talking about you sit down and this is your... You treat it like job job, and you have eight hours shift, you could knock this out in an eight-hour shift if you just worked, you know? It's quicker to record the sins one by one instead of recording all audio at once than, than cut it up. For this, I would record I it all at once. Because it's not, it's not yeah. complex and it's not structured in any, in any way that would require you like... to redo it. And so, you don't really have to have your visuals match the audio in any really accurate way. If you're going to do record... Because I think Jay records straight into Vegas. Do you do that as well, Ranks? Yeah. Yeah, so... I guess Jay's saying, like, you'd hit record to say, like, there's no lap dance in this scene. Stop record, find the clip, put it in, and then hit record, do seconds. Like, that's... I don't know how that would be faster. I don't think that's faster. I think it's way quicker to do it all at once and then chop it up when you're uh, in if editing. You even need, yeah, if you even need to. And especially if you go through knowing you're going to chop it up, just leave yourself a little gap for the ding. Oh, I... Yeah, but you you can just do that while you're cutting in the timeline. Just as soon as you finish speaking, ding, line it up with. You the could. The audio I was. Track. I'm just saying if if you're if that's if you know it's coming and you know that a ding's going to be there and you just have the ding in your script, then you can just leave a pause. You don't have even have to cut it up. Oh, but I would <laughs> still. I think. 
Yeah, we like we definitely don't do it the same way. Um, I'm I'm much more of an audiophile to the point where I hate it when any clicks or sounds that shouldn't be there are there. I like having multiple takes. I like them being done in Audacity yep. and then noise removal and then uh, imported into Vegas. Uh, I I take a lot of steps to make it so that the audio is going to be top of the tiers, top of the pops. Um, and I do. I guess it might be slower for me because I do more dud takes than you guys. I do a lot of dud takes that I end up cutting out. Um, but I'm still... I think that would be a fun challenge for me to do someday. Just to do a stream that is as long as it takes, if if not capping out my ability to not go to sleep. To see if I could recreate this video in a day. It would just be fun to do as a challenge. Because mm -hmm. I'm curious about the workload that goes into them. So many people. Your ledgers must be dripping, just gushing red. I couldn't be- I swear to fucking god, if he gives this a win Batman just compliment. because it was what Loki said. Oof. Be more proud of you. <laughs> Priorities. Honey. Stop doing that. <laughs> Again, all of his fake laughs, you collect them, they've all been different. Because he doesn't know how to be- he doesn't know how to come across as he has a laugh. <laughs> Um, and also, yeah, priorities is like, yeah, I guess so. Isn't it funny that he values the people his daughters have killed over the horrors that they've gone through? All right. Alexei is corny enough that it could be a joke, but between him and Yelena, it seems like he sincerely thinks of them all as family. Is he is treated corny or is he corny? I'm not even sure what to it's make like of that. Yeah, like, is the film doesn't treat him seriously, but does the film, like, in-universe, that, that's why there's that weird seeming disconnect. I'm not even convinced he cares about his family that much. I don't know. I, he doesn't seem to give a fuck about them in several circumstances. But then he does also. It's it's very bizarre. Up have everyone back together, and it's pretty dang wholesome. There's nothing wholesome about it. It doesn't make sense. And you, I'm, I'm telling you, man, if well, you... Well, is it super wholesome you, when the pig is choking to death? Or when he's not acknowledging the horrors his family have gone through? Yeah. Because that would be awkward. Wholesome as in there are holes in how he behaves. Oh. Yeah, there I go. Ah, you can see that face mask tech they use later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, man, man, why didn't you ding it for all the guns here? What, and wait, do they even use guns later on? Probably not. <laughs> I think they use a grenade launcher, and that's basically it. Ding it for that. That's a great thing. I know it's played for laughs, but big props to David Harbour for bringing a smoking badass dad bod to the I eat one avocado a day and have seventeen. Something badass about that dad bod. I don't. Know, is he complimenting him because he's out of shape to match the character? I guess. Well, like commitment to the role. If that's what did David Harbour actually do anything to match the Alexi role? Was it just him? I don't know. Sure. Marvel movies and owning it like a boss. Gotta respect it. I mean, also David Harbour's workout routine. You're just as. I I have no idea. If David Harbour did something physically for the movie, then sure. I don't know yeah. if he did. Beautiful and the supplest that they stitched our marriage. <laughs> now we're flirting, but. I have a lot of energy. <laughs> Man. He's literally just gone to the point where he just says what happens and then he dings it. There's nothing actually, like, here. 
Please don't do that. Here's what's gonna happen. I don't want any food. It's a little something you'll hey. You're gonna tell us the location of the Red Room. They're all either former or current assassin spies who pretended to be a family for years and in many ways hate each other, but this is still less awkward than most families Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> and is this a plus that it's less awkward than most Thanksgivings? I don't know what like Thanksgivings kind of where they deal with like <laughs> the stuff that we're dealing with in this scene. I don't. If it was if it was more awkward, he'd say somehow they made it more awkward than an actual family. The ding, it's a ding either way. You see. Thanks. Me, you are my mother. You are my real mother. Well, there goes my tough guy's ass in exterior. Have I mentioned Florence Pugh? Yeah, everyone does. This is the scene people reference. She does a good job. It's unfortunate that this is the only time we get to explore this part of her character. The best. The best part of my life was fake. We often forget that three years is a significant portion of a child's life. As adults, what do you mean we often enough. forget that? Who forgets that? <laughs> I, I, I yes, forget that. Yeah, if, if you're ten Who years old, that? three years is thirty percent of your life, and it's more like like fifty percent of. You know, how much you were really fully aware of. And let's be fair, it's that, and then assassin mind control life. It's like, yeah, of yeah. course this is gonna so be the course. preferable memories. <laughs> it's all she has. Just, like, somewhat normal. Yeah. I, this wasn't surprising at all. In fact, this is- this, we were waiting for this sort of shit in the movie, and we got barely any of it. Enough time to call your job a career. Some people still have boxes to unpack after living in a house for three years, but to a six-year-old, three years is literally half their life. Yeah. Imagine if someone told you yeah, at 24 so, that the life Why? What? Okay. He's saying you, this you like- that to somebody. Yeah, like if you said it to someone, they go, oh, yeah! I've like, never thought about that. Like, Okie dokie. Last 12 years of your life were fake. So of course Yelena is the most impacted. And like oh, I said- Yeah, but <laughs> why is that a plus? That's just- it follows. So, <laughs> like, I guess he's just trying to give a reason for why she's so upset. This is like, y yeah. Yeah, but we know why she's upset. This is all... This is this her is character. Like this is everything. Yeah. This is, yeah. Beginning, look at this life. This is real. Especially when all that came after was the smell of teen spirit. You were selected by a genetic nice. potential in infants. So, les enfants terribles? I knew all the presents under the tree were just empty boxes, but... I didn't care, I wanted to open every single one. But even for Nat, three years is almost a third of her ten- Oh my god. Yes, it mattered to her as well. ...ten-year-old's life, and wow. that's not even taken into consideration that most people don't make long-term memories for the first two years. Yeah. You were just born in a cage, but that's not your fault. Yeah, Simple it is. Little <laughs> she stayed in that cage, motherfucker. She had to be told to exit the cage by someone else and then rewarded for doing so. Mmm sound that says so much about how she's astonished with who Nat has become. What do you mean? She didn't even know her. Like, she, she knew her for three years and then she ditched her for the rest of her life, just making more genetic experiments to control other women. That's it. That's her whole fucking existence. It's like, oh, look, she's, she's appreciating how much Nat has grown up. It's like, she never cared. What are we, yeah, yeah. What, what is going I'm sorry, on? actions speak a little louder than words. She's been out of her life for what, decades? Oh, cinema land, she said the line. Okay. And there was some acting. Sure. Tell me. It only makes us stronger. I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little annoyed Nat doesn't mention the real family she was- Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my wow. god? What the fuck is this doing in your video? <laughs> Whoa. Hey, we're not supposed to be talking about the flaws. ...for over a decade, but I get that she's gotta credit Melina, since she did technically make it clear what she wanted Nat to do. Never let her take your heart. I, I don't... 
I don't even know what she was supposed to make of that at that age. Never let them take your heart. She, you do remember what she did to defect, right? <laughs> like, seems like your heart might have prevented you from blowing up a child, but I don't know. I'm so alert at the red room. They'll be here any minute. Typical Iron Maiden, Iron Maidening. Iron Maiden reference to her role in the comics that is not mentioned at all in 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 the movie, but it's fine. Please stop talking. Please wait. Please wait. Please. There is a reason why I'm telling you this, okay? Trust me. Gonna pause for copyright. Can't imagine what yep. his commentary on this will be. He go toilet on my hands. Oh my god. Urine is- Oh, he's, he's funny. Uh... I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it was a huge shame. It was the one chance they gave him to do something significant and meaningful, and he's like, lol, piss. Thirty-five oh degrees Celsius. <laughs> I love how absolutely deadpan sincere Alexei is at wanting to tell this story, and then his big conclusion is fathers. Fathers. Mm. He's just a simple, sweet guy. What, what can you even say about this? I have nothing. I mean, okay, really. it's like I, I okay, I guess you know it's the uh... fathers. All right. Although, at the same time, I don't know, Alexi, gaslighting Danny seems like a bad idea. Just ask Christian about the bear. The only thing you care about- I'm assuming that's all references to other media. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is it just like, I know of a thing that happened in another thing? <laughs> We've had a lot of them, so yeah. About their yeah. stupid glory days is the Crimson Dynamo, and no one wants to hear about it. When you look at the list of Russian men who've been the Crimson Dynamo, you understand why she got confused. When I read about his But widow, what does that mean in this universe? What, is what, what are the Crimson Dynamo? It's completely useless. It would only be confusing if she had read the Wikipedia article for Marvel <laughs> stuff. The bride, something touched me deep inside. Yeah, and then you praise this. As as should be praised, I guess. It's just fucking yeah. sad as hell the writers didn't come up with it. In Soviet I guess Russia, it just, this America... price feels really hot. Wow, right. we're doing the joke again. Okay. okay. Um, wow. It just feels feels like we're sort of devaluing the things that are also, actually worth praising. It doesn't make sense film, again, right? too. Well, but maybe that's his joke this time, too. Oh, great. Eyes you! Uh, still not sure I'm making Yakov proud here. Maybe it's oh! just... Wow, he didn't even compliment it. Wow, that's amazing. That's like the never mind. That's possibly okay. the best thing wow. in the movie, and he didn't easy. compliment it. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. All right. Wow. wow. I'm actually really okay. surprised. That's like a a huge missed opportunity. But okay. Spotlight. The way he takes those darts like a champ, but that is a beautiful beard. So if hey, a beautiful no. beard is a win, <laughs> but there is no win for that whole scene. There's no like win that, for him appealing not a win. to something yeah. that Yelena valued as a child that he remembered, but his beard, though. What are we doing? You're so bad at this. <laughs> How did you miss that? The mask. I'm sorry. Huh, because Nat really doesn't like hurting her sister anymore. Rad. But... What the, what's going on? <laughs> you get it? She's sorry because it's actually Nat using it, and Nat doesn't like hurting Yelena, so she said, "I'm sorry." Because she doesn't like hurting. Dude, that's her. a win. That's a yeah, cinema that win right there. Okay. Red room. Red room. Red room. Is that, is that doing anything for anyone? No. What's no. The you're not funny. The I don't. I don't uh, get yeah. it. What, what, what is that? Just saying, red room in a funny voice three times. I'm assuming it's a reference. Yeah, like he's mentioned rum? The Shining there as well. Okay. 
but Shining what, what, Black is, Widow what is look like? why would that come to mind? Red Room backwards is murder. The it's what happens in the Shining. But that's like oh, in I'm blood listening. on a wall, I think. Right. Like Mordor, am I right? Seems like Melina slash Nat is breathing nervously here, which works both since it's really Nat, and that Melina could be just nervous to be around Draco. <laughs> She's breathing nervously, and you know what? Both characters could theoretically be nervous here, so it works. It's like, it's great. Nailed it. When it's definitely clear to him that she just reconnected with her family. Plus, Drakov has a- Oh, sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. Red rum, not red room. Red rum is murder yeah, backwards. Fuck, that's- <laughs> I was sitting there like, wait, murder with two O's? Murder? Well, that was his joke. I I should have clicked on that, yeah. That's why it's not connecting for me. Like, I don't, I don't understand. All right. Personal. This is a much less cool way to die. <laughs> Again, priorities. It's Anyone not else what that's going on? <laughs> I seriously. Again, priorities. Again, no lap dance. <laughs> that's almost another challenge I want to do now. Like, could I make a video like this in earnest and how long would it be? every compliment you can think to mine out of this film, and I still think we could make a way better video than this. It would probably be five minutes, but that's still, you know. Man. Let's have a split it was actually Ethan Hunt. Very down for that crossover. Anyone oh, have a win. split second where you thought it was gonna be... It's a win that I erroneously thought that Tom Cruise would be <laughs> under the bus. Or is it a win that he's simply referenced that there are other movies, franchises that so use a mask the movie thing? wins because Masks exist in other. Okay. Yep. That's an interesting observation. What? <laughs> Appropriate reaction. I'm having. To Why? <laughs> what? 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 For Christ's sake, what could you learn from this? Like, what? <laughs> I don't even know which one is the stupidest of all the wins, but that one's up there. Trouble. There's something I need you to know. I gave my life for a cause. I thought that he's gonna give a win for this. All right. What's being brave? You you don't have earpiece. David Harbour is nailing it. I fully support giving him another shot at Hellboy. No, 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 no. We'll not do that. Give give it back to Ron Pillman. Fuck. Also, um, I guess this is a compliment to his acting specifically, which is fine. As in, like, I'm fine with that. What? Whatever. Bring it, Boyke. But actually, don't. I'm exhausted. Say hello. If you're paying attention to the gas list, you probably figured this out by now, but if you didn't, you're all, what? You bet your ass what is a lot of people were like, what? Because it don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, because again, I saw clearly the body of a man Well, look there, how much smaller her body is right now. Thought, yeah, yeah it looks strange. like, uh, it looks very awkward how tiny she is inside of that outfit. And the shoulder pads, again, to make her look like she isn't super slim. Like, that's the thing, trace in your head where her shoulders actually are. Hmm. She's got a long neck, but uh, yeah, this isn't the, this. I'd get the comparison up, but obviously I can't. But Taskmaster's outfit is different from this. In like a couple seconds later. 
Is it a safe deal? Smelling my pheromones. You smell like my pheromones. Oh, is he is he gonna call it badass when she hits her face on the desk? That's the big big question. Oh, yeah, he might be that dumb. Mm -hmm. He might be that intriguing low intriguing bad guy power. Kind of creepy too. Any power that involves smelling pheromones that. feels it's creepy. Silly. Anything that involves smelling pheromones feels creepy. <laughs> Okay. Any power that okay, <laughs> and that's a win. I guess, yeah, it's an intriguing bad guy power. It's not. It, it, there's so many ways to subvert it, and it fucking doesn't really make any sense to me. But like, go right ahead. Like when Cyclops is around, exactly what part of Scott is he smelling? Is it the lasers? It's the lasers. Nina, what? Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll just move on. This is the last time that we... <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> this poor guy can't have any sentimental moments. And that's funny and good. It's hilarious. Ha 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 ha. We God sure forbid do love cinema here. The character were able to express themselves. I'd fucking hate that. Thank God. And just Win Bean was about to get a shot at Camille. Those names are too obscure for that movie, aren't they? Well, here's a hint. That version of David Harbour hates communism, and Olga Kurylenko is trying to avenge her father. Another movie reference. Good job. Oh, don't, this don't is such an care. obvious great moment in the movie. This just top yeah. tier. It was in the... I'm pretty sure like this is like in everyone's videos that it's praise this movie. They can't resist. It's like, oh, it's so good. Ugh, that was disgusting. Might as well get used to it, Yelena. I don't think Nat's gonna be doing it anytime soon. Well, unless she wins the lawsuit, I guess. Damn it, you're weak. Oh, I mean, that that's a better way to take that than simply complimenting. Yeah. You know what? I'm surprised. I, I, that's probably my favorite cinema win in this whole thing. Weak. But it's easier to be tough in front of defenseless little girls, huh? You should try laughing real creepy-like. That works for people pretending to be other people sometimes. <laughs> You should laugh creep real creepy. It works. I'm trying. Are. I'm also trying to deconstruct this comment. Chat helps out. I'm lost. You should try laughing real creepy like. That works for people. You should try laughing real creepy like. That works for people pretending to be other people sometimes. Maybe that's a reference to something? It's gotta be. But loads of people in chat have no idea. But why is it a win? Well, because it's a reference. If we get the reference, that's the win. But, like, what is the reference? But it's the it's win in favor of the film, though. That's, that's, what, that's the how film, it works. So the film has someone pretending to be... Let's say that it was a reference to something. So it would be that this film has... I almost feel bad calling this a film. This movie has a person pretending to be someone else... And another film has someone pretending to be someone else. And, so and they laugh. Some people said the Joker. Is it, is it Joker? Was the Joker pretending? I guess he was, I mean, because the Joker's an alien. Is the idea when he was being beaten up in the cell and laughing maniacally? But he wasn't pretending to be anybody except for the Joker, which is what he is. <laughs> so I don't see how that could be it. I'd... I, I'm just going to keep going. I don't know. I genuinely do not know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a little confused. I'm Yo! No, that's a win. <laughs> okay. 
And is that Bucky's move? Oh man! Oh, wow! So good that he. It is, it's that yep. easy. Yep. It's that easy. Thank you for your cooperation. Got me, just like she got Loki that one time. No. Uh, no. Got me. Oh god, it was so obvious. Um, yeah. when I first watched this film, uh, it was it was like frustrating when she said like you're really desperate to impress me. It's like she wants you to tell her the plan. <laughs> like that's it. There's nothing. There's nothing else to interpret. But with oh, the Loki scene, don't even go near it. It's not fair. The other time when that guy. I like how he didn't put footage up for that because he doesn't have Avengers. Oh, I see. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. Oh, here we are. What's he gonna say? Here we are, everybody. Let's get ready. Mm, <laughs> I don't know we do it. I'm so ready. My anus is trembling with oh, excitement. Oh, God. Huh. What are you going to do? <laughs> Even more commitment. All the commitment is so gross. Wow, he praised it. So that's a prize. That's insane. She has she, commitment. You know what? Maybe that has is commitment. That's the that maybe that's true. the best thing you could say about it. She was committed. That's like yeah. the most um like the most common trait generally of a protagonist is determination. So it's like, wow, they're really determined. And like, yeah, I think so. She was really determined to break her nose. Yep. She went for it. Yeah. And that's worthy of reward. The only that the, the world has too much of girls. Yike. <laughs> All I can say, yuck. <laughs> All I can say is, why does he keep saying yike? I don't yike. know. I guess maybe it's his thing. He's like, I'm gonna start the yike train. Fuck yikes. But why would you do that? I don't know. It's 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 like, ooh, I gotta show everyone that I really don't like misogyny. Well, it's that's funny to weird. me. No, I'm trying to figure out the yike part, but yeah, <laughs> that's who. I've never heard. Yeah, without without the yes, I've never heard anyone. Uh, I don't know why he's say doing it like it now. that. Um. So th this, this is always funny to me because it really does separate out like a bias, I think. When you're so obsessed with the ideas like, you know what, it's bad to hate women. It just is. The second you're given that like key signature, you'll immediately be like, what a bad villain. Oh, I hate him. Oof, bad guy. It's like, do you listen to what he said? That the world has too many girls. Just stupid that is. Like, what What are you even, what? Like, I gotta kill the girls. It's too many of them. To a resource this world has too much of. <laughs> what? Because he doesn't light up with him, he surrounds himself with women, but apparently he hates them. Like, okay. But hey, it's like Harvey Weinstein. That's good enough. Takes advantage of the women's. Our wood-paneled studio executive's office. And look, obviously we all saw the sex trafficking parallels, but it's just occurring to me that Drakov has literal impenetrable armor. He's untouchable. You unlike Harvey Weinstein at this point. Unlike Harvey Weinstein could say and he holds nats and all the lives of the young girls that work for him in his hands and then nat frees herself by breaking her nose and disfiguring herself you get where i'm going with this making herself unattractive is how is how you escape the sexual clutches of harvey weinstein is that what you're saying it's by no means a perfect one-to-one -one, but i can't be the only one who's yeah, wondering what you made yeah I think he's actually saying, like, the way you escape a sex pest is to make yourself ugly. That's his incredible that insight. Is, that that, that is, is a strange conclusion to come to. It's also um, really not good. That's a conclusion. Like, fuck up your what? face so they won't want to fuck you anymore. You're like, what? I mean, they're just going to do you from behind. It's not going to help. I, I mean, I... I'm trying to come up Why with... Why would the moral of the story be that you have to hurt yourself to escape? Why would why would that be a moral that would be well, good or something funny you, say you that. want to take away from it? 
I think we talked about it, but like this movie's theme thematic bedrock would have been way better if you could through strength of will defeat the mind control. Yeah, that feels like the way to go. That's the Give obvious them some autonomy. Yeah. Instead it has to be the gas Your that saves total slave, you. Slave, yeah. Or you Yeah, it's like the it's like the Rise of Skywalker thing. You can only escape if the force helps you. Oh god, that was and the so force stupid. Does, and the force only wants to help a couple of y'all, I guess. Yeah, fuck the rest the of them. Because the force is a dick. Of next movie is so I can boycott. Change of plan. I completely demolish one of the engines, and we are going into a controlled crack. <laughs> cool headedness. In. Yeah, I mean, you know, she pretty much guaranteed the death slash danger of all of the people on her team, but I guess it's worth it. Soviet Russia taskmasters you. Soviet Russia taskmasters you nailed it. But I I don't get it. I think the joke is that it doesn't work still. It still doesn't work. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> She's just a straight-up maneuver thief. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's not They easy. got you. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and they have... That's how hard they had to work. That's the thing. That's how hard they had to work. To get you to go, wow. It's a huge shame that, like, just see right through it. I don't know. If you go in wanting to be fooled, then you're gonna be fooled. I don't even. Hmm. Yeah, I know it's her thing, but that's flair. It ain't tactical. Although maybe Nat's the original maneuver. Wait, sorry. Did he just describe that as non-tactical? The kicking your shield to get it up to your arm straight away. If it's possible yeah, for it's you to thing, do that, that's flair. It ain't tactical. If it's possible to do that, then I think it's tactical. I would prefer to do that than could be, lean yeah, down it and could grab be tactical. It. The issue is, well, I don't, have to take, it doesn't yeah. make sense because it doesn't. Yeah. Like, how does it stick to your arm? Yeah. And if we agree it that, it... <laughs> that to ignore that part, this is totally tactical. It's way faster than yeah. bending down to pick it up. Yeah, theoretically, you could grab it faster. You could have your hand. You don't have to lower yourself. But yeah, there there's, could be some reasons for this to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Although, maybe Nat's the original maneuver thief. Would make sense that she learned it from her mom. No, no it's just a it? Black Widow thing. They all get the training. I don't know why it would have been her mother's specific move. That's what kind of... I, I, well, I guess there's no way to know that for sure. Does Yelena use it at any point? Then again, she could have learned so. it from the mom, is it, so... Is, she, is, is that what the visual is? The mom using it? Wait, why would, here? Why would Nat have used it? As a result of learning it from her mum when she had no connection with her mum. She got trained afterward, yeah. yeah. so that doesn't work. She had to have learned it as a part of the Black Widow program, which means it's just a normal move where they jump onto your head, flip you around, and toss you away. Like, yeah, okay. But now Nat proves why she's not just a widow, she's an Avenger. By having everybody do stupid things throughout this whole fight. Yeah, like, look at all those yeah. people in the background there she, that aren't attacking her. She survives her. because they, they all, don't just shock her and beat the shit out of her. They all have ranged paralytics. Like, they can just go, and you're done. But instead, they approach her and, like, fuck up everything over and over again. She should not she's only hold her own Exactly, it's the exactly. plot. The <laughs> plot keeps her alive. She should not be able to do this. It For is so beyond long. her capabilities. Yep, but it doesn't make any sense. That's a cinema win, Rags. I think you'll find. Ooh, brutal. Teamwork. 
It doesn't make sense. How did you lift her up and throw her across the room like that? Are you a super soldier? Fuck, statistically, you might be in this universe now. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But, lots um, of them running around these days. Just Who knew? Wow, he's skipped over a lot again. <laughs> she didn't even say one, because Nat would expect the fake out on one, so she just did it on zero. It's, it's an escalation of the normal. I'm over-explaining. Said she'll pull it on three, and then she just pulled it. That's a cinema win. You get it, right? I mean, I wouldn't mind an apology. You have to worry about like or It's like difficult to comment I, I, yeah, on some of I, this. Yeah, it really is, because a lot of it's just dumb and pointless, and it isn't. It's the the bar has been set so low that you'll clap at anything. It's really it's this. Anybody could be this guy. That's the thing. Anybody could like be cinema wins. That you remember oh, that Nat so isn't you've acknowledged that, that it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter because she's the best at everything. This I, is I do love that. This that is, is super now. interesting. This hey, is look, pathetic he, now. He, she fell, and you remember that she shouldn't be able to do this, but she's the best, so it's okay. <laughs> and not only is it okay, it's actually a good thing. She's the best. He's given up. So all. That's all this is. He's just given up. He's yeah, like, right, I need to. She's... I need to cram shit into this video. To and, and that I'm gonna split up later into two parts. I I have to find things. What are we what doing? What can I find? We gave I'll up. Just say, That's what this is. I'll just say she's awesome. Win. Look, it doesn't make any sense, but she's real cool. She's the best at everything. This is just like a contingency they had training for. All right, so when the red room starts crashing, you're all gonna jump out oh, and just start shooting. Oh, okay. Or it's really stupid. You could have just said oh, that. It's really dumb. Shooting at everything. Many of you will be hit with debris, but just don't stop shooting. You know, with so are those, those shield thrown. Oh wow! He Why said would a, you? Wait, look. A, ta <laughs> a tactical use of that move, by the way. Oh. Hmm. I'm starting to wonder if Alexi really did meet Cap at some point because he threw his Why shield. Why would that be the reason? Why? Because you threw it. You couldn't just. Being good at frisbee. Like, I, I don't know why you need to meet Cap rather than just watch it. What is the difference? I don't see how meeting him would help you throw it better. I feel like throwing a shield will help you throw it better, not meeting him. <laughs> Again, we we knew that he'd be desperate in Act Three, guys. But like, this is this is no, this is this is desperation. Yeah. If, if it ever if ever desperation was a thing, then this it be. On skills, I'm starting to wonder if meet Cap at some point. Okay, maybe he has a little ways to go still. <laughs> his glasses. He's way cooler than... Oh, right. his glasses. Oh, oh. That's a win. Haha, ha, his glasses? Yeah. Okay. He split this into two videos. There's nothing in here. <laughs> two. And if, you re if you really did... If you, if you cared about your job and your work and you wanted it to be really good, then I'm sure you could go through this with a fine-tooth comb and find some details and stuff and little nifty little things about a movie because it's a collaborative effort and I mean surely yeah. like the writers weren't in charge of everything so something cool might be in the film uh Elena's break off this time saving any possibility of more red being added to Nat's ledger why would it be red to a ledger what? to kill Drakov is just blood's blood and that's is, that is it as simple Black as you kills a lot of people like she does I guess we're ignoring the prison uh of course but yeah. Not to mention all of the deaths from like this whole thing collapsing, but uh, why? Why? It, like they're getting rid of Drakov to stop him from continuing the Red Room, taking over the world. Yeah. Like what? what that's that's red in the ledger. That's, like that's that's you owe for that. Like that's a bad thing you've done. 
Okay. okay. Uh, Fucking, mm. I don't agree, but okay, you think so? Kills Drakov this time, saving any possibility. That would be more black in the ledger. And Nat's ledger. Convenient parachute. Just let's convenient let's ignore that part. He cut ahead of that, Rags. It's fine. Okay. Sick beat drop. <laughs> no, it I mean it's 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 fine. fine. Like it's just yeah. it's fine. It's I just, will say that it's fine. It's just funny though. Like he he has to just ignore <laughs> what happens and find something. It's the beat drop, you see. That's the good part. Yeah, that sure is cool. Drop. Well, people are saying he said Dravok at one point in the subtitles. I must have missed that. Dravok. Sounds like a Star Trek bad guy. <laughs> Sounds like a Dark Souls. Commander Dravok. 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 Dravok, the Lord of I don't know Sloop. <laughs> Lord of Swampness. <laughs> I don't love all of this score got a better late motif but this free fall section is perfect i wish he had like a perfect. presence in this movie i wish, I wish he wasn't wasted wish that's the thing i guess yeah i mean i guess if he doesn't think that taskmaster was completely squandered in concept then um, okay also this is peak consumer i just love this, this set piece the near misses i'm never not thrilled this is it's, it's a fucking retarded scene, but the fact that pieces of debris are missing them is enough for you to be like, ooh, oh, ooh. oh no, she might die. Oh, I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled. How was this cool? It's it's really How stupid. How is this so cool? I know we're supposed to be numb to this type of action. What? No. So you're not okay. Like it's it's dumb. Everything about it is dumb and implausible and stupid, and it damages the characters for being dumb for doing it. The fact Taskmaster is here instead of just letting her die is. <laughs> we talk about how Movie Bob is the consumer, right? But it's Cinema Wins. Cinema Wins is pretty hyper consumer. Yeah, it it makes sense too because like his whole job is to consume. That is his job. <laughs> Be numb to this type of action, but dang it if I don't love it. I will. I was very numb. Again with that yep. move? Is Nat mimicking Taskmaster now? <laughs> she didn't even see that move. What do you mean? How is she mimicking Sorry, a move she didn't see? That? Yeah. What? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Saving that mass murderer who was just trying to murder you. Also, Nat. Uh. Saving the person who was recently trying to kill you is a cinema win. Okay. Wait until he's wait until he meets protagonists from other films who don't have who don't kill and they don't have changed to. up the move this time so Taskmaster couldn't copy it. She changed it so he couldn't copy. Well, she couldn't copy it. What is what do you even mean? She look at the way that Taskmaster's sitting right now or crouching. The, what are you talking about? Do, do, you, do, you guys, do you guys catch this shit? Murderer who was just trying to murder you. Also, Nat changed up the move this time so Taskmaster couldn't copy it. What are you talking about? He can copy anything. And why would he need to see it to be able to do it when he's already seen it? Or she, whatever. And but that's clearly look at Taskmaster. She's murder you. She's also, crouched. Nat changed up the move this time, so Taskmaster couldn't copy. Look at her. Like she's not doing the move because she literally can't do that move from that position. Yeah. What he... are you talking about? Maybe he's so used to the power of shitty editing 
that he just assumes any person in a fight can do anything at any time? I don't, this isn't a point, this is just nothing. Yeah. Is it God? That is dark. The first thing you ask when waking up after decades of mind control. Makes sense. What's dark? He's gone? He's glad that her captor is gone? And that's dark? How is that dark? Is, is the idea that it must be so dark to think that all she cares about is whether or not he exists because of the damage he's caused her. Like, it, it must be the, the angle there. But I mean, I would be curious um, if Dracov was still alive. I'm surprised that none of the other characters are. Remember, uh, Melina and uh, Alexi don't ask about it. They're just like, eh, it's fine. Chill. We're both upside down. Both upside down. Oh, look at that. Dialogue they use past and then okay came up in the future oh another one of their sister things i'm assuming he's gonna reference the one at the gravesite as well it's just like yeah these are these are like you had it before and then you did it again it's like yeah good job sisters they'll give you hope for humanity Sunny, my mom and kaya sister it was real to me too. I'm not crying. You're cry no. I'm I'm crying. Wow, you are. I said it. You are pretty pathetic. It only uh, frustrated me because this is how Natasha should have felt the whole time. Not something she learned that she felt, and then it's frustrating that this person never existed before. It's all bullshit. Sorry, but it's hard to feel at that point, you know. Hugging. Hugging. Man, you think they're okay. bickering now? Wait till one of them rings. Point of steel. Jokes aside, I love how the theme of family. Wait, is wrapped oh, up steel in so beams. Nine eleven. Oh, okay. So many different ways. All these assassins that led their own lives for decades came together and took care of each other because there isn't just one kind of family, and you can even be a part of multiple you families. Are, shown by you are, you are such <laughs> a fucking peak consumer. <laughs> Yes, that was the film. That you know what? In some ways, she had more than zero families the whole time. In fact, she had two. Yes. When we already knew that she had one this, <laughs> already. Uh, well, and this film proves that she has three. If we're gonna go super meaningful well, in terms three, of yeah, blood we, connection we and time, and then people who care about it, it's like yeah, you have three, but you didn't even notice because you're not actually paying attention to the movie. Still more. If it can work out with the four of us, you know, there may be some hope for the Avengers. Yelena wearing you, her raw love on her sleeve to break... They weren't allowed to be in this movie because of sexism. Wait, I think it skipped me. Hang on. But it took Yelena wearing her raw love on her sleeve to break down Nat's barriers. And then we get raw these lost love. girls... Nat doesn't have barriers for something like that. That's not her character. She's very open and honest uh -huh. about how she feels about the Avengers. And yeah, the people she cares uh, about. Which should be referenced by the scene that you just showed on the video that you made, but I guess... She's not... I don't know, I guess you're just not good at thinking? I don't know. She's not like Tony or Doctor Strange, where getting them to say I love you to somebody is really hard and complicated because of who they are. This is Nat. She's like number one on the sentimental list for the Avengers. She cares more about them being together than she does about saving the world to a degree. But no, uh... She's got all the walls up in this film, you see, and she had to be, they had to be broken down. <laughs> okay. Her sleeve to break down Nat's barriers. And then we get these lost yeah, girls coming together bizarre. with Elena, even bringing Antonia along because they have a family bond over what was taken from them. And no, the trauma you don't have a family they bond. They don't fucking know anything about anyone. They, they, their whole lives are a clean slate. 
they can't they couldn't have like gotten to know each other that's kind of a problem with the her caring about that girl that died in the beginning i guess she cares about it just with the basic care like these people don't know each other they went through together i love every second of it i can tell you love everything Wait, Ross just let her go? Hey, Black Widow 2, the two weeks between the Red Room fight and this moment, totally on board. So you oh. just acknowledge that it doesn't make sense that she could have gotten away and that's... I don't... He digs why... it positively. Like... <laughs> I don't know what I meant to... He has a system that. for criticizing this. He takes points away or pretends to give one and then takes it away or whatever, but like... He acknowledges the flaw there and then gives it a win because, hey, that could be the next movie. Yeah. Aw, she's even wearing the Yeah, that's... Okay, well, yeah. if you're leaving, then... Yeah, there's the vest. And Great. Hot Dog, she even keeps it in infinite. No, Nat. Don't it's not well, well played. played. Jesus Christ, you are easy. Yep. This is what we call a mock. Like, this is exactly who they want watching the film. Well, screw you, Avengers. But I guess she does patch things up by, you know, saving the world. What does he mean, screw you, what Avengers? What do you mean, saving... What? What do you mean, screw you? What? Re Fringy, you got anything on that? <laughs> why did he say, why did he say screw I, you, Avengers? I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Blessed day, Selena. For real, I'm for real stoked for Valentina to actually be in one of these movies or Okay. Why? Yeah, no, he can't answer that question, right? He can't. So don't ask. That means no qualifying point. something. That means elaborating on information. Not even information. It means elaborating on an opinion shows alert for real one of my favorite moments from the movie is this blooper reel can i have my i'm keeping it oh okay well merry christmas is it christmas <laughs> oh it's she, like a she, gift she didn't give christmas it back the ipad yeah. funny oh okay 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 maybe you'd like a shot at the man responsible for your sister's death. Oh man, they're bringing back the Red Skull! Oh right, Hawk guy. Is this movie a good sense? He, he dinged that positively again, but he didn't, he didn't tell us why. Mm. Also, it fucks with shit that she knows about that. Yep. No, make more! Give her a series! Shut up, I don't care! God, you're such a I mean, if you, that's, that's the thing, if you just throw happiness and likes and smiley emojis at every movie, Fuck it, they're all the same. Yep. Oh. Oh. There are like two years between this and when Cap and Nat saved Wanda and Viz in Infinity War. Plenty of stuff to do, Wanda yo. Wanda Viz in? I'm... Oh, Viz. Oh, Wanda and Viz in. Oh, yeah, you don't want to abbreviate it there because in sounds like un. Mm -hmm. Viz in. Yeah. Vision. You Vision don't want to abbreviate it there. Like, he's, also, he's also trying to argue why we should get more Black Widow when as far as I was concerned, Endgame... Ended her story. It was done. Yeah, didn't actually it was done. It was finished. Full and plus, circle. you're just gonna assassinate her more. She's gonna do yeah. more shit. That's horrific. Again, he missed the whole prison massacre. So Infinity <laughs> War. In his mind, Somehow, I wonder if they miss it, Rags, or if they just willfully ignore it. I can believe do, they don't yo. even think. I'm about kidding it. about it not being a good. They just see it as bad guys are bad guys, and that's that. Anyone trying, anyone in the way of our heroes is a bad person who needs to be disposed of. We're about to get to course. the actual frustrating part now, because he's summarizing how good the movie is. Oh, wow.
I do want more. We finally get Nat's real backstory and tying up all the loose ends is pretty satisfying. No. And boy, was it fun. No. Seriously, a great Why time. Fun? I think the Red Room crashing scene is one of the most fun scenes in the MC. Oh, Fuck God. me, you will clap at anything. But right, it's so oh, big, there's so many sentence. explosions. The lost sentence. Um, oh, I'm, a little, I'm a little MCU, MCU deprived. De You're MCU deprived and this is the film that made you go, you know what, we're doing You're great. <laughs> deprived? I guess deprived because you had to wait like a year. I'm, so like more that's incredible stuff. to be deprived of it. I I am more than happy for them to pause for a good five fucking years at this point. Years. Nah, we we ain't pausing. We are going full steam ahead. We're we're speeding up. Oh, God, I'm deprived of NCU content. Didn't he just get how? What? Where in the timeline was this? Two shows are out by now, right? Three. I think Loki came out before. Uh, oh yeah, before Black Widow. And then, of course, right after that, you have another an, an animated show, another movie, another movie, a TV show, and another movie. There is, there's, there's eight, no nine. There's Dude. nine pieces of content this year. Nine. You know for a fact he just wants to replace his palette of movies from all different places with just MCU. <laughs> like, just give me all of them. Mm. Make it easy for me. Definitely Prime easy. This is that it ends too quickly. I can't imagine what every second. Like again, what I was trying to say was like to be deprived, and then this comes along, and you're like, oh, thank you. Where I would just be like, fuck, fuck me, <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> and if it costs, so I get it. But it's such a high level of epicosity. Nat being the only right. high level of person to just jump without thinking twice. Consume. He just showed the part where she grabbed it, so he's definitely aware of it. Okay, I'm just saying. <sighs> This is so nat, and I love that she gets that, especially to save her sister. But honestly, most of the set pieces in this movie are fantastic and are laced with fantastic. meaning. You can feel the laced rage between meaning. the sisters in Budapest. Why is she angry at Yelena? What, you you saying they have rage for each other. So Yelena's angry why? at her for abandoning her, but why is Natasha angry? By the way, that doesn't make sense why because Yelena thinks that Natasha's the only chance we have at out. saving the world. Why would she attack her like this? Doesn't make any sense. It's like, but you can feel the rage. Ugh. Like, oh, okay. <sighs> On the bridge, Nat realizes that she's not gonna win, so she thinks ahead and stashes the vials. He no, she's stashing the vials regardless. I like the idea that she's like, she's definitely losing this fight. It's like, wait, so she just thinks she's gonna die? What does stashing the vials do if she's gonna be dead? What is. You don't think about any of this stuff. Even the chick over the top, you can't hard. help but smile. You can't help but smile? <laughs> Why would that make you happy? Challenge accepted. What's <sighs> the city? Like pretty much everyone else, I obviously wanted to see more of Taskmaster. Hopefully in the future we will. No, 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 you no, won't. You can't. Give it up. It's done. Yeah. You can't do, you've expended Taskmaster and it was way, and the character was wasted. That's one of the big complaints universally about this. Except for you, you fucking consumer. Sometimes both Harbor and Pew, who are by far the film's highlights, seem to delve into sketch comedy level accents. They're a lot of fun, and they seem like they're having a great time, which is probably the point. But at times, it feels someone like they're bordering on the this. Russian yeah. versions of the Swedish Chef. Oh, this was exciting. But honestly, who cares? I love these characters. What do you mean, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? Fuck it. They clap. Well, see, because this is the stuff that I'd love to actually go over with him. He says, who cares? I love the characters. Like, oh, so you're saying like stuff like that doesn't matter as long as the characters are well done. Like, yeah, I'm like, so how are they well done? And, you know, maybe give an example of how Nat cares about her sister. And then I could give him a reference for, like, yeah, she cares about her and, and the dad so much, she's willing to kill, like, 300 people or however many are in that prison. And he'd be like, whoa, now. 
I'd, that's not. Um, <laughs> I just, I'd love to hear what his response would be. How does he reconcile it? I've heard the defense that she didn't intend for it to happen. <laughs> so there's that. I'll take a David Harbour and Rachel movie or a Red Guardian Disney Plus show where he deals with the fact that totalitarian big C communism has fallen. No, he there? hates the government. They imprisoned him. Yeah, he, he does say that he thinks it's a pussy party or whatever, right? Yeah, that's... I, I, I don't... I, how many times can you say that he's wrong, you know? I guess just... Holy shit, he said, yeah. I mean, he's not really a bad guy. Damn. But uh, I don't know how you can possibly say that. Um, he's a horrific I mean, he's not person. Really a bad guy. Yes, he is. Now. What's, what do you mean for... At least not now. He can, hey, he what helps. does he have to do in your mind to be a... I just I pocket literally didn't I care know. that both of them had hysterectomies. He's fine. He I love my daughters. It's a funny thing. It's a fun. It's funny he joke. Like, vigilante getting a job at Trader Joe's and reading Mark Fisher's Capitalist Realism. I certainly would. This film sets up so many exciting possibilities. And look, I loved on signing possibilities. She's terrific <laughs> in this movie, but we are nowhere without Scarlett He's Johansson. Fine. It's just something we take what for mean, granted. We're nowhere without Scarlett Johansson. I don't, what do you I don't, mean? I don't, I don't know. Character, I, I, well, I, guess. I, I mean, he's right. Mean. The Black Widow the movie doesn't really work if you don't have Black Widow in it. <laughs> I guess yeah. he's got a point there. It's like she transports from an alternate reality, the one where she's the mysterious human among gods and starts to expose her past and emotionality in new ways. Uh, it's another example of the phenomenon we had I had all of that, there. and this ruined it. This movie ruined that thing. Yeah, they fucked we up We had her as a great character. We had that thing, and this film you're clapping at like a fucking retard ruined that. I know her, and they know her, and now we both know her. You do know not her know her. You think you do, but that's the problem. You, your, your job is bullshitting on YouTube about media, and you're so bad at it, you don't understand that this movie ruined everything that you think this movie did well. Pretty much. Am I in the Because it feels like it. But I also can't help but feel like this film was a missed opportunity. The Black Widow character has always been fantastic. Despite that, the MCU has never utilized her fully. Disagree. Utilized her fully. She's a great character in the MCU. I feel like she was fully utilized in Avengers. Uh, I think she was fully utilized in Winter Soldier. I feel like they did really well with her in Endgame. She got like a lot of attention, actually. She's a woman with a, a past filled with mistakes, and she's just constantly trying to work at correcting that in a, in a cosmic balance of justice, while also um, creating herself, creating for herself a family that she very much cares about, and, and saving the will. And like the, the the story completely represents that throughout. Like I said, Winter Soldier. As much as we shout on it. Um, do you have that scene where she reaches a level of trust with Steve? Um, and I think that the implication is that from that point in the timeline, she's not just clearing out her ledger, she's also going to believe in and be connected to the members of the Avengers. Hence in Civil War, she's not actually concerned about who's right or wrong or which one's going to lead to, like, I don't know, the, the, the ultimate best result. She just wants to side with the bigger chunk of the family and try and keep them together and... and uh, once, because at first, that's what I always find interesting about that film, is that uh, I think she sees it as though it's going to be inevitable, like she's pretty convinced by Tony's argument, and that the greater half will probably be the ones that stay legal. But then when Steve is basically like willing to actually fight the Avengers to not sign it, she realizes that he's never going to back down, so she'll side with them instead. Um, 
it's uh, it's it's real neat. Also, not to mention the fact that she's probably more connected to Steve than any of the other Avengers outside of Hawkeye. There's a lot of stuff going on for Nat throughout the Avengers, and the idea that this is the film that like we finally got. There's so much more content for her in Avengers than there was. This thing, it's just about screen time. It's just this is the Black Widow movie. I mean, it's got to be the one that's just she's just flourishes as a character. It's her movie. She has so much. It makes much sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it feels like it. But I also can't help but feel like this film was a missed opportunity. The Black Widow character has always been fantastic. Despite that, the MCU has never utilized her fully. We knew her past haunted her, but that's about it. And while <laughs> we knew her past haunted her, but that's about all we knew about her. Actually, fuck off. The clarity and perspective on the beloved character are welcome and appreciated. I can't help but feel a little bittersweet now that Scarlet's version is gone and probably isn't coming back. And that's even more reason why the timing was so unfortunate. Waiting until after Black Widow died in the MCU to put out this movie is one of Marvel's few real screw-ups. Thank God. It makes it easier to erase this from memory. <laughs> the real mistake was releasing this mistake. film at all. After Winter Soldier, Marvel knew that solid action spy thrillers could work in the MCU, so spy why thriller. wait so long? I look at Marvel Phase 3 and all I can think It's not Please. a thriller. Stop calling fucking Winter Soldier a thriller. Well, a lot of people would categorize that. I'm not actually that opposed to Wrong. categorizing it that way. I just don't think it works. Because um, it's not... Like it wants to be a thriller? It wants to thrill us. The problem with thriller for me is that it's too applicable to lots of experiences you have in almost most movies. Um, yeah. Thrill, being thrilled by a movie is, is common, I would say. But um, I just like well, the idea. I think it of... generally means like a, almost a thriller is at least the as how I understand it is generally it's like a like a like almost like suspense, like horror in a way. A thriller. I don't know that suspense I, horror is actually relevant. Thriller can be without horror elements at all entirely. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, like like um. Well, like twists and surprises and stuff, you get thrilled by them. Basically. That's common. Maybe. The problem um, is that there's a lot of that in lots of just movies in general. Mm -hmm. It's a very common thing. In the same way you could say, like, if all it takes to be horror is to be scary, but I would be like, well, majority, right? We're looking at what happens for most of the, the runtime uh, when we try and create a genre category for, for the thing. And just, for example, like, call, calling this film a spy thriller, I find that amusing, because I'm like, is it because there are spies in it or what are supposed to be spies but like is that it a secret organization yeah spy thriller and like there are surprises there are suspenseful moments therefore it is a thriller i'm just like if that's all it fine i don't care like this thing i don't hold much weight for genre titles i'm just like go have go nuts whatever um but it does bother me when say for example someone's like well uh the classic example so is not horror it's like Okay. Mm. Um, if someone was, because I say, it's like, am I saying that this film is not a spy thriller? I'd be like, I, I think the only thing that gets caught in my teeth with this sort of thing is just like, it's not a good one. I just wouldn't want people to think it is just for being like, oh, it's a spy thriller, like the Bourne series. I'd be like, I guess so. You know, like how like a shitty B movie sci-fi with a guy in his garage and there's lots of like fucking tin foil on the the walls and he's got like a terrible costume. It's like I guess that's a sci-fi, <laughs> like <laughs> I suppose. I think is was there really no room for Black Widow? Guardians of the Galaxy Two was fantastic, but did it need to happen? Fuck off. Is there a, what? Well, 
why why so he's saying sorry, you could why, say, he's, why not say this can be just he's, yeah, of he's saying which movie can we move out of the timeline and put black widow in well why okay. can't we do let's do this about everyone let's do this for hawkeye let's do this for nebula let's do this for any character just fucking well, yeah, name was, them. why is black widow more deserving of existence than guardians of the galaxy 2 why been right there Maybe it did. But, uh, I'm still holding my breath for Adam Warlock to show up. Marvel waited until Captain Marvel first female, female sent here. The that's MCU the angle, female sent brought this absolute entertainment fest out at any point. And guess what? Both well, of these films... It's not that, so first of all, it's not that simple, um, getting all of these people involved in these productions to make these films. It's not that simple. Um, but even then... I, I don't. I, why, why does he keep like insisting that other things need to be moved out of the way, like to, if to make room for this? Film? Yeah, because we we enter the purely hypothetical when we're talking about you know, like if we say it should have been phase two. If someone says like, "What well, you yeah. you guys realize you can't just drop it into phase two. It's like you don't get you don't have the money, the contracts, the people. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that's probably where I would have put it with godlike yeah, powers. Like you know, man, yeah. Right. yeah. And and it's like so. So for him, I don't know why he's like, okay. So our restriction is it has to replace a different movie, like. Why? <laughs> Why did that have to replace? You do get like movie? when they were like making Guardians two. It's not like they thought would it be more viable or less viable to make Black Widow here. I was like, I doubt that. I don't think that that was the call that they made. I think they thought the Black Widow just wasn't viable enough. And then yeah, and then they realized, oh, it actually would be viable. Yeah, but Guardians one proved Guardians two would probably be viable. Um, Black Widow. And then after that, you know. Yeah, Black Widow was just fucking... It probably is late by their standards, too, the the, the production-y people. They were probably like, we probably were a little late with this one. Because um, Captain yeah. Marvel coming first, you'd think that it's a more surefire bet to release Black Widow than Captain Marvel? Yeah, you'd think so. Um, but again, I don't want to pretend to know how they made these decisions. What if they said, no, we don't want to release Black Widow first because Captain Marvel is less sure and we can sandwich it between two sure things, thus pushing yeah. that product and like Black Widow can handle itself, that sort of thing? Like, that could have been it. I don't know. But the idea, like, fuck this movie. I don't want it released at all. I, so, like, if we're going to get to that point... <laughs> we'd be better off if it didn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Civil War would have for obvious reasons. But this version with this cast probably could have only come out now. And I like it. I know you like it. You fucking <laughs> have to for your fucking job. I mean, yeah. Like, how it makes, much? It makes me wonder if if this is all an act, or do you just like every fucking piece of slop that you're given by a corporation? I have to wonder uh, how annoying it is to be a fan of his. You'll never know what he actually likes because he's paid to like everything. I, I mean, paid by you know, like, that's his job. That's how he's set out his job. So, like, how do you even know? I guess he's honest. Sometimes he might even say, "I don't like this movie," despite praising it or something like that. I haven't watched all of his videos, but. Um, it's just, it must be so annoying. And it doesn't mean the end. So you apologize to ScarJo Disney and make some more content and you like it, okay? Oof. I already told you. Yeah, anything more is... consumer than that? Disney, please make more uh, content. I need stop it. Stop making more content for Even me. Even though this character is dead. He just wants more. He needs more. Uh, mom, 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 he is the... You already oh, got like boy, 10 years. Oh, um, dead. It's, it's the glutton for consumerism. Someone in chat said it's an act. He's admitted to it being a shtick for a few times on record. So, is it just a lie then? What does that mean? Is that just the jokes on you? I was pretending to be stupid. Like, what? What is that? I'm, I was just pretending to like this film. Is that the idea? Because I'm, I'm not even saying it from a point of view of like oh, I'm pretending to be stupid. 
is so we don't actually know how he feels about this film is from this video. That, he is, that it's like, hey, I yeah, I'm, I'm a little. Is there a place now. we can go where he doesn't lie to me? <laughs> what the fuck is the point? You can't get information out of him. He is terrible at relaying information. But then, so what leaves that? It's like, well, you still have, you get to know what he feels about something, right? That's valuable if you value his perspective and you line up with him. It's like, you, you don't even have that. What do you get from this? What, is, what does that mean? Yeah, what? What is there to get? Because, like, he's avoided talking about, like, 80% of the movie. And of course he did, because that 80% is fucking dreadful. Um, but of the things he talked about, he missed a lot of good stuff he could have actually complimented. He's he's thrown in so much filler, like it's honestly kind of a surprise. I don't remember it being this Sorry. bad in the other times we covered him. And then we don't even know that he's telling the truth. Like, <laughs> what the hell? It's like this thing. I would like to know how you really feel. That'd be nice. I yeah. feel like I feel with us, we're just like honest to the point where it annoys people. Absolutely. But. I don't know. I don't see how, um, I just, remember this I is the I pretend. I want to know what a YouTuber thinks. This is the pretend, what, it's what you wanted guy. It's like, I don't know that he, does he actually do that with everything? God. Pretending it's like It's hard this. to say. What next week is in one, and if you didn't see the teaser frame, that means you didn't watch the app. Hmm. That's fine. Oh, that's that's nice. Like you better watch, watch the ads so you know what video you I'm have making. You to watch next. the ads to know what's coming out. Ugh. Fine, I still love you. And I'll see y'all next week. Oh, what have we got? Next week? It takes you a week to put out some of this shit. Apparently. Hint that long falls are maybe survivable. So he is acknowledging this. That's nice. Shooting that one. Yeah, not quite the same. I mean, it's fucked up parachute, and she hits pretty damn hard, and of course she's fine. But hmm. well, okay. that, that's that's his like stinger. That hey, if she can survive that, maybe she shouldn't have died in the fall, which is the standard joke to make. Yeah, I agree. All right. Makes me wonder what the fuck they I were thinking like when that. they made this movie. But like hey, that. why think if everyone's gonna clap? Why? Why work hard? Why? You know? Yeah. Why work hard? That was terrible. It was really bad. I'm gonna refrain from saying I'm it's one of the worst I'm videos better... we've watched. Okay. <laughs> Say it too much. Yeah, it's, I think it's definitely up there. I think that is a totally I fair. I got so little out of that mm. in terms of like commentary on the film itself. There was just a lot of things of like, ha, huh, thing, ding. Oh, there, there was a thing, ding, and then like. Sometimes you'd be like, "This is a flaw, ding, win." You're like, yeah, wait, yeah. what? And then there'd be times where it's like you overlook things that are kind of worth talking about as, as good things in the film, and you just gloss over it. Why would you do that? <laughs> I just... Bad. Bad. Mm -hmm. um, right, well, I would like to go to the toilet, so if you guys would like to discuss something, I'll be right back. I don't... Um... <laughs> Wow, I you know what? I'm gonna use the loo as well. Tringy, you got this. Okay, this is the solo show. Sorry. This is this is your moment to shine. You can do it. I believe in you. We need to have a conversation about let people like things because it feels super relevant when we think about a video like this. Have you ever noticed how if you express a positive opinion on something, that's really cool, that's great, 
it's awesome. You're sharing something that you love. Hey, that's that's pretty neat. And then you're like, well, you know what? I didn't like something. Wow, so opinionated. Why just let people enjoy things? Why you got to be such a meanie? Now, the reality is, is that positive or negative criticism, like, should surely be treated as a neutral thing, in the sense that they are roughly equivalent to one another in terms of their value or in terms of what they say about you as a person. But for whatever reason, it doesn't really matter if you're positive and just saying things that aren't true. That's fine, because you're expressing a positive opinion. But if you're negative, oh, watch out. Oh no, be careful. You're doing the wrong thing. You're doing a bad. Stop it. And it's got... I... I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that attitude. I think that that attitude prevents us from being honest with each other about what we actually think. I believe that attitude is detrimental to the idea of growing at uh, any skill that you're trying to cultivate. That there should be room for both positivity and... I even like the idea of framing it as negativity. There should be room for people to just speak honestly about what they think about something. And you shouldn't just... It shouldn't just be a foregone conclusion that any negative perspective that you have on anything at all is worthless or shouldn't be shared. It should just be kept to yourself. I feel like it gets really hammered home when you look at something like this, where it's a video where it's just a constant stream of pos well, a constant stream of positivity, but there's nothing for me to latch onto. And it almost kind of feels like we're not even getting a fully I don't I don't want to I don't want to say that it's like dishonest. It just feels like an unwillingness to share the perspective that you really have because it would be too toxic if you did. I need to normalize people being able to say that they didn't like something. Are you guys still covering? No, we're done now. That's it, fortunately. It's the end. The end of the line. I'm not telling you what's in the goo. That's a patented, trademark, fringy secret. Alright? That's my goo. It's not your goo yet. Not yet, anyway. We'll see how things develop. We'll see how things pan out. It's been It's been a difficult process trying to get that all sorted out, and doing testing, figuring out the, you know, exactly the, the full applicability of this goo goo plushy when oh well Oof. I'll, th I'll think about that neighboring hey, how you doing i'm not sharing the secrets of the goo you, asking is not going to prompt me to to share more i'm sorry you can't you can't fault him for trying right i you know what I, I feel like there might be room to to just you know we were talking about how you know if you if you share a negative opinion that's bad but you've got to respect people's privacy too. Speaking of which, give me a minute. I'll be right back. Oh, what are you doing, Fringy? Tell us. Yep, doing it's our turn. This, we're back. We're back, baby. EFAP Classic. We got it. The the it. new the new person's here. Um, so we can. Uh, chat about stuff i think he was talking about uh good old th th this this aspect of criticism where 
or being critical where we want the positive, we don't want the negative. Just uh, cultivates yeah, yeah, yeah. this air of dishonesty, basically. Like, how could it not? I mean, like, do you want... You gotta be honest with these movies, man. If you just like it, if you, if everything, if everyone likes everything, you're not gonna get anything good. Well, you know, there's like, not gonna be any. I, don't I mean, if... if you get, if you get something that's good, it's because you lucked out and got someone who just actually cares about something that's actually good. I don't know if you remember um, the time on YouTube where, like, Cinema wins Inception, and they applaud him for this as being like, oh, in a world where negativity is rewarded. And, and you know, just like, everyone's negative about films, everyone loves to do film rants and stuff, and it's just all negativity, it's nice to get some positivity. I'm just sitting there like, no, the response to it was to be critical of the negativity if it was inaccurate. That was what you were supposed to do, you fucked up. But hey, at least we're here to do that. If in an alternate universe where Cinema Wins was not stupid and good at his job, right? Mm-hmm. Where you would, he would, he could actually theoretically really go into films and find the legitimately good things that had effort and attention paid to them, and rewarded those, and kind of was a um, was like a, a rebroadcast beacon, if you will, a, a, a megaphone for those things to get more eyes and attention on it. That could be potentially very valuable. But if the bar is set so low that everything must be praised, if even a film as crap as Black Widow needs to have two videos done on it, then like you're just gonna you're gonna false flag all the time. It's all gonna be shit. And that was honestly all you're gonna get. Kind of a keyword there that you said needs. It's like yeah, he seems to think that we gotta do it. We gotta. It's like why? Because <laughs> like to be fair. It seems, and with people saying that he's, like, not genuine in these videos, so who the fuck do I know? But, like, it seems that he, he liked Black Widow. He wasn't praising it. It seems to be the case. Like, out of, I don't know, obligation. He seemed to be doing it for realsies. I think I saw a video. I think, I haven't seen many of them, but I think I saw he did a video on Logan, and he said that he didn't like Logan. Wow. Um, because of, like, how negative and bleak it was. Um, God, I feel like he and I would never get along, film opinion-wise. <laughs> well, I guess it's just I don't know what I don't know what he's in it for, but um, I I really like the Gambit, and I guess I just don't I don't think that it is particularly great, especially if you're coming into it from the perspective of I really appreciate the work that you guys do to consider all of it to be awesome. I feel like that really devalues the work that is put in by, like, the people who make the, the best stuff, you know? People who are making the really good content, the masterpieces, the the trailblazers, the, the really great content. I think it devalues their work to just be like, well, no, it's all great. It all has value in a certain sense, um, or it can have whatever value you want, depending on what is important to you in your life and the things that are... You know, your experiences, the themes that resonate with you, that's totally fine. It's a, it's a completely different conversation um, from, from like, the... Well, that 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 uh, that thought just poofed out of my brain. That's <laughs> just gone. I mean, well, to piggyback off it a little bit, um, if we had, like, two people who... One of them is just, like, Ryan Johnson, where they recognize that there's a flaw, and... You know that he has the capacity because he invented parts to his film where he would try and explain things. 
So he's aware of the process of something not making sense and that affecting his story. You know, we can we can safely observe that. But most of the time he's going to be like, ah, it's fine. People aren't here for that. They're here for the other stuff. Well, there's another writer who's like, in the same amount of time Ryan had, he worked real hard, didn't sleep several nights, and got those fucking things all cornered off, make sure that nothing is holy. And uh, this, the cinema wins can't tell the difference. It's, uh, it's real sad. That, that's unfortunate. That yeah. is really... Uh, if that's the case for him. Assume, well, assuming the, ca the character he plays can't tell the difference. Uh, I don't know if that... I feel like you'd be missing out, though. You know? Yeah. You're missing out. <sighs> so anyway, you guys want to do some Super Chats? I'd love to do some sure. Super Chats. You might get something insightful out of them. From what I gather, we have... Is it just under two hours before we will have to end? I two hours is the is the cap. I was like, gonna say that takes us to anything, yeah. just over nine hours of, of of an episode, which I think is is more than okay. Nine Do not short man bad. For you people, nine hours we've been <laughs> dancing. No short man bad chat. I'll fuck you up. Like a puppet on strings. I have strings, but now I'm free. I'm cutting them strings. I'm God. Lewis gunning those strings. I always get the fucking mini mushrooms. Bringin doesn't have any goo. Don't listen to these slanderous lies. Damn. Um, is a slanderous short lie? Man banning. You told them. You told them that they not to do it, and they did it. Well, you made the, the, the rookie mistake. Hey, hey Thunder, stop cool. banning. Stop banning. They they <laughs> they disobeyed. Uh, so the first one is fuck Mary kill for chat. Mauler rags fringy. I guess they all got to make their decisions on that one. Oh no! Yeah, we can we can start looking at the results any second now. I guess. I'm I'm curious who gets the, the most voted for kill. I'm gonna for... go ahead and guess that it's gonna be me. Kill Mola. Oh. Oh yeah. I'm invincible, so you could try. Kill Mola again. Oh, Mola, sorry. Oh wait, marry Mola. Sorry, Fringy. Oh, okay. Sorry, Fringy. Kill Fringy. Sorry, sorry for Fringy that you're killing him or that you're not Kill marrying Fringy. him. Kill Fringy. Kill Fringy. It seems nobody's killing Rags. There you go, Rags. No, one guy killed Rags. Oh. Well, I let me let me get his name for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> uh, let me find out who that is. I'm gonna black widow you. I'm oh, gonna stand no. out in the open in front of your house with a silly black uh, leather outfit and a brandished uh, long gun. And don't forget the I'm gonna wait around. Bullets. Oh, I've got to have my lucky four extra bullets. Yeah, yeah those are yeah. Or the uh, the rounds for the gun that I don't carry. Random bullets. I just have like like a bandolier. Like this is an old west film. Black widow. Music by Ennio Morricone. Oh, that'd be that'd be the way to go. Yeah. Did you watch uh, the John Carpenter video part one from Red Light Media? I did. Oh, I've been enjoying that. That's fun. I really like it. Yeah, most of those films they I just flat out have not seen. So they fucked up the format. Um, they have it so that Jay tells his first, and then they're not allowed to talk about it, and then Rich says his, and then they talk about a completely different film. What they should have done was uh, Rich says his. And that will now be the topic from 15 up to 1, or, what, or 16, whatever and it was. Let me, and what Jay and does... Let me guess. And Jay says is where that is on his On his ranking. list, exactly. That ah, was the way to go. do it. And, instead, they got tangled several times trying to talk about different things. It's like, you fools. 
You 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 fucked it up. But that's okay. I'm curious what they'll say when they get to like the the one of the most controversial choices was uh, Rich put in Halloween at 13, I think, or something like that. I think he explained that it just wasn't a movie for him. He never said like negative things about it. It was pretty much just I don't I'm not into slashers and I, I can sympathize. I'm not really I'm not into slashers either, really. Uh, I don't see them. I, I just don't really care for slashers. They just don't really appeal to me. So I can I can kind of understand where he's coming from. Uh, they're not my go to. I can enjoy them, but they're just not really my uh, not really my, oh. you know, sort of thing, I guess. I mean, I can out-hot-take that. I guess they're that. pretty neutral. Oh, yeah. is that a hot take? No, I can out-hot-take you. Oh. I mean, uh, this is... I've made this clear on other streams. I can't remember if I've said it on EFAP before. I don't remember. But, um... I'm big into horror, and I have never liked the slasher genre. I thought it was shit. And, uh, when I first saw Halloween, first reputation, I was like, well, that was a lot of nothing. That's my hot take. I guys. have no interest in seeing Halloween. I have no interest in seeing The Nightmare Before Christmas. I have more interest Christmas. in seeing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I just don't care for slash. If I just don't really care for slashers, it's just not interesting to me. And if the um, spectacle well, is, oh, but the kills are cool, then I'll just watch the compilation. On so this is the thing, and I know I said this on a stream. I just don't know which, don't remember which one it was. Um, it wasn't. Uh, I sort of realized as time went on, it wasn't quite. It depends on how you categorize all this shit. I don't particularly care. But, like, I adore Alien and Predator, and both of those films are a group of people gradually getting killed by one entity, which follows along with stuff like uh, Halloween and Friday the 13th and stuff. So, like, so, what's the difference? It's like, I mean, I could talk forever about how much more interesting Predator and Alien are. And character relationships. And yeah. the character the work is so much better. And yeah, like, like as you heard Jay defending it, he was like, well, you know, there's lots of really cool shots. There's a lot of creepiness to it that he's sort of standing in the distance watching. And I think... I kind of feel the same way about Halloween as Scary Movie did. Did you guys ever see Scary Movie, either of you? I've not definitely seen, seen Scary it, but movie. I don't remember anything about it. So there's a scene where she's in school, and it's reflective of an actual scene in Halloween. So the, the actual scene is they look out the window and they see him standing next to a tree, and then they look like at the, at the rest of the class, like, what the fuck, and they look back out and he's gone. And it's like, damn, that is creepy, right? In Scary Movie, she looks out the window and sees him just standing there staring. Then she looks around in the classroom, and we cut back to the killer, who then immediately rushes behind the tree really awkwardly. And then she turns yeah, back yeah. and looks, and he's gone. And it's like, yeah, that's what you I know pictured. That's what he has to have exactly, done. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it amuses me as I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, Alien and Predator are hunting, so they'll be in a position where you can only vaguely make them out if you actually caught them, and then they will try and hide. And like, that's way more interesting to me than. I'm gonna stand next to this tree Good until she sees me. Good thing the camera wasn't facing that direction, or else something awkward might have happened. And if someone was like, he's hunting too, it's like, not really. He's looking to be seen by her to then disappear. Because that's creepy. And it's just like, I don't know, a self-awareness from the enemy, I guess. I would be interested in watching the Halloween movies specifically to talk about how good a, I don't think they are. <laughs> like, um, more so from a writing standpoint. I'd be willing as well to concede that filmmaking-wise, there's lots of stuff to praise about Halloween. But, um... Anyone in chat, have you seen the Halloween remake that a lot of people praise because there was involvement from different people as well as uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? Holy fuck, that movie's bad. And, like, I would actually like to watch that for uh, EFAP movies at some point because oh, yeah? I watched it with, I think, Cynic Snacks, uh, Glib, and someone else. It was just a really random thing where I was like, I'd like to see the remake. Yeah, sure. And I'm not talking about the Rob Zombie one. I'm talking about the new remake. 
uh, we were fucking blown away by some of the things that happened in that movie, and that's honestly that's why I'd have some level of excitement. Actually, we could do the Halloween's back to back, the original, and then the oh. new one. But, um, the 2018 one, yeah. Um, not the Rob Zombie one. Nobody fucking liked the Rob Zombie one. Uh, so by by the way, um, no, you you finish, you finish. I was just gonna say that's so I wouldn't want to write off all slashes. It's it's um, Friday the Thirteenth. I didn't really care about either. I was like, eh. It's fine. And I'm on the same level as Rich, where if they go nuts with it, he's like a hulking monster that's powered by lightning bolts hitting him in his grave, and he runs around, he gives excessive, ridiculous, funny kills to people. I'm much more engaged. I can't take it seriously, obviously, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, um, I, that's kind of where I am. I Like, if we were going to watch Slashers, the only, as to my immediate memory, kind of the only one I'd really be interested in seeing is the Nightmare on Elm Street ones. Yeah, so I was going to say imaginative and clever. I like them because of the fact that the dreams will often be, the the ways of killing people are not only inventive, but they'll typically match the character in some way, shape, or form about their fears or whatever else. Conceptually, it's so much more layered than, than Halloween, being it's a guy, we don't know why he's doing it, (laughs) <laughs> he just turns up in places and stabs people. I don't know that that. Okay, and if someone said like, "Oh, what are you, what are you saying? It can't be scary." It's like, no, no, no I, I can see why people find it scary. I just don't find it interesting. That's basically it. Um, but hey, I wouldn't mind watching it to give a better take on all of it. But it was really neat to see that uh, so low in Rich's list. I was like, oh, I'm not alone in the world. Like, <laughs> I don't really like it that much either. Um, Halloween original in 2018 free movies? Yeah, I, th- I think that could work. We could even do the tri- trifecta. It got remade twice now. So we could watch the original, which is the, the best, quote-unquote, then Rob Zombies, and then the new new one. I don't even know who made the new one. You said new new. New new. Also, I want to watch Freddy vs. Jason. I'm sure that yeah, movie's fucking absurd. Yeah, go crazy with it. Yeah. Just go ridiculous and crazy with it. I like. I it's almost in a way where it's a genre for me where either it's something like Nightmare on Elm Street where it's got to be inventive and interesting, or it's it has to be really really bad so that I can laugh at it and get enjoyment from it. Because I feel like a lot of them are just going to be. Eh. At Muller, what do you think murder is? Uh, the unlawful killing of another person, I think, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's what murder is. Um, alrighty, next. That's an odd super chat. I'm not sure what prompted it. <laughs> I must have said something that... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what do y'all think is Stanley Kubrick's best movie? I don't know, I'd have to... I don't, I don't, I don't know, I'm not familiar enough with I this I haven't watched movies. enough of them to have a statement that's worthwhile. So, yeah. I love Doctor Strangelove, and I love, um... Uh, Full Metal Jacket, then A Clockwork Orange in 2001 and movies that I have a lot of respect for, but they're not like, they don't come to my mind when I think of like my favorite stuff. Um, But then it's probably The Shining. Uh, I still quite love The Shining, I find that movie really creepy. And it holds up in terms of the creep factor considering it was made in 1980s. I wouldn't want to imply that that like, it means you won't be scary if it's old. It's like, I mean, this you know, Alien is fucking old as hell, too. It's just that... Yeah. I And to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen much more than that for his movies. Uh, in chat, we got Eyes Wide Shut. I have not seen that. Um, Full Metal Jacket, for sure. Doctor Strangelove. Um, the Ring was really good. I don't think he made The Ring. 
Stanley Kubrick's The Ring. I mean, yeah, it could have been cool. Yeah. That's thing with those with those horror movies and stuff. I don't really care about watching them. I'll just go on YouTube and watch the scary clips and stuff. Because I don't want to. I don't. Which ones you just kind of everything? Just kind of every like a lot of them. I just want to get the highlights because I'm not interested enough, and I want to see the monsters and the kills and some of the tense moments. I just don't want to sit through all the the stuff in the middle for a lot of these movies. I just don't have much of an interest in. Would you do that with like Alien and Aliens? No. So you, no, I'm I like assuming those movies. They're like classic horror movies. Um, a lot of them are just the a lot. What are some examples? They would be like movies I don't have an interest enough to watch, but I still want to get like the the, the good parts of them. Uh, so an example would be maybe. Uh, God, a lot of them are blanking. There's a lot of the. Um. I, I, I can I the clips are in my head, but the the names of the movies don't stick with me. The ritual, the one where they're in the French catacombs, and the it's the found footage one with the creatures in the catacombs. I did it with the new Blair Witch movie. Well, but um, so it sounded like your idea here is that you do it for the ones that are bad. But how do you know they? How do you know they're bad before having seen them? I don't know. But some of them I just don't have a real interest in, um, and some I like. I I don't I would, I don't want to just I just don't have an interest in some of them. I'm just like oh I'll just go through and just watch scary clips from movies. Uh, I mean, do whatever you want. Obviously, I just it sounds like you could spoil some stuff for yourself there. Yes, if, you could. Like if someone stumbled across a lot of the kill scenes or whatever from like Predator before having watched it, be like, oh man. Yeah, sure. Um, because obviously the, my favorite horror movies, they they do all of the like you know like the haunting stuff. Um, as much as we've said we're not in it for the horror, that is still my preference for like horror movies. I want good characters. I don't want it to be a. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like string scenes, as as Ren reviews once called them, right? Where we just get to the point of. They die, which, by the way, is a lot of horror movies, so I can understand. Um, Rags confirmed would use Blinkist. <laughs> no, I think it's these are these are kind of movies where I guess they don't have like a. I don't know. They're not like the greats, you know. They're not the the ones that are held up on pedestals and generally agreed are like amazing or something like that. But it's just like oh, the movie from the da 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 and. It's just some old movie that I just have. They literally have no interest in other than oh, I just maybe the clips are cool. Okay, so like if you saw in your recommended like really scary best clip from The Shining, would you avoid it because it's The Shining? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have not seen clips from The Shining other than just what you will pick up naturally from existing on the internet in the twenty first century, which is not much. I know very little about The Shining in concept. I'm aware of like, oh, the kids in the hallway with the blood, but I don't know any of the context for it, you know, so... Because, mm. like, that clip will just pop up here and there. And I'm, I'm aware of some of the memes, but I, 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 I don't go for the Shining stuff, because that would be one where I'd be like, oh, that's considered one of the great horror films of all time. That would that would be one that I'd want to actually see. You guys seem biased somewhat against old movies. How? What? Um, I honestly feel like we're less so than that's... most, but... 
I yeah, did a whole I'm... video talking about a movie from the 50s that's entirely in black and white. I often we, we watched Citizen Kane just for the lols. I rewatched um, Citizen. Well, I watched it. Sorry, I, I watched it. Yeah, for the first time. Like yeah, a, a it was few great. Ago. I thought it was Phenomenal. great. I was super happy with it. I'd always heard, I really like, enjoyed oh, that. Yeah. Kane, well, yeah, it's the best movie. So going into, I was like, so mm. maybe they misunderstood. It was great. Maybe they misunderstand when I say something like, "It's this good despite being out this year." What I'm saying is they did a really good job, not just a good job, because of the yeah. limitations they would have had. Yeah, dis like less, the less, Jurassic uh, Park CGI, despite the year it came out, looks yeah. incredible, you know, or something like that. It can be distracting. It can, if it's really dated. It can. Like, it, well, yeah, like there is um, an aspect of, if the technology isn't there, and you try to go for it, like the prequels, there are some fucking flat-out bad CGI in that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely, In those yeah. movies. So, that's just... I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is. Um, but I mean, it, well, there is, a, I guess, a limit. What is the oldest movie that we appreciate? Because it's gonna, is it Citizen Kane? I think it might be Citizen Kane. Um, there are probably movies that came out before that we've we watched them, like the silent yeah. films from, uh, and I've seen a couple of them. Like, I don't think um, I've seen any Buster silent films. There's a lot of stuff oh, in Buster Keaton's Oh, yeah, like I've really seen a lot cool of Buster Keaton's clips and compilations and things, and I, yeah. uh, that's the thing, there's a lot of old movies mm -hmm. that a we, um, yeah. that we can appreciate. There's a lot of things I can appreciate, but I just don't fucking like. Um, and I understand that, especially when it comes to movies, I mean, a lot of people have to crawl so that we could, you know, run now, but I, I enjoy watching a lot of the old TV shows and movies because there is such a difference in how shots were made, the way characters talk, the way scenes and plots progressed, a lot of them were still... Like, you had theaters for, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Since time immemorial, you had theaters, essentially. So when play when, when movies were coming out, they had a theatricalness to them that, um, that, that was a holdover from what they knew. And, you know, it changes and evolves. And I find what that very interesting. It is super interesting. I was just going to ask, like, when did uh, when did the Wizard of Oz come out? That was in the thirties, right? Thirty nine, thirty eight. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, I like that a lot. By the way, that was kind of a flop when it came out. It, yeah, kind of a little bit. Yeah. Um, and now it's generally regarded as the most famous film of all time. Possibly the famous, most famous film of all time. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Snow yeah. White. Snow White came out in 1939. I really respect that movie. Absolutely. I remember um, there, my yeah, dad used to show me Laurel and Hardy movies that they made, and they're fucking super old. Says, on Wikipedia it says years active is 27 to 55. I'm not sure if that's representative wow. exactly. Yeah, but the thing is because I remember them being just black and white and uh, comedies, but I loved them. So like... We definitely don't have a bias against old stuff. We're more than willing to... To be fair, I'm actually possibly biased for them because I'm like, I'm looking at something that had a lot less benefit of a, of a whole wealth of past stuff. A lot less stuff. shoulders to stand on, Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I'm much more interested to see, like, how did they manage all of this? What were they focusing on? You can tell from the writing what they, the values they had as well, even if it is from fucking 100 years ago. Um... And I'm... One of my favorite VHSs to watch as a kid was a, it was a VHS, it was like a documentary in a way, uh, Fantastic, I think it was called like Fantastic Monsters from the Movies or something like that, and a huge chunk of it was devoted to Ray Harryhausen, 
and the stop motion monsters of Jason and the Argonauts and mm-hmm. Sinbad the Sailor and some of those old movies, which would be an interesting arc, by the way, for us to do. Yeah. Those old adventure kind of movies. I have an insane amount of appreciation for that kind of work that goes into all that stuff and the the tricks that they could play with cameras and how do they blend them and how do the actors like when Jason's fighting that skeleton you can like that shit is that was revolutionary at the time a lot of that stuff and you appreciate the acting of okay pretend you're fighting a skeleton as best you can and we're going to have him kind of do that and the other thing and so you you know like all the the work that goes into making that happen and you're like man that's that's impressive I can absolutely appreciate it. I mean, I, I can't remember if the film good or not. I, I Maybe it's a stinker, maybe not. But mm-hmm. holy shit, I appreciate it. If that stuff didn't exist, then... I, which is some of the things that people say in like, the prequel Defender defense is, yeah, well, the CGI was da-da-da, but, you know, it helped push it forward. And I'm like, yeah, I can appreciate that. It's still shit, you know? No, there's, there's YouTubers that get defended that way. Um, what's his name? Fucking Irate Gamer. <laughs> he was really early, guys. You know, he... He probably inspired a lot of YouTubers to do agri reviews, even though he was Absolutely. a soulless copy. It's like it doesn't matter, you know. Push some things forward. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you know, I I'm a fan of a lot of old stuff, and like I said, in some ways, it's, they're more fascinating to watch just to see what they do. Um, especially because they're not a part of the sludge pipe. They couldn't be. Uh, Fringy, was your goo what the dark powers used to turn elves into orcs? No. Hey, we're getting there, chat. If you keep asking it, we could keep you... narrowing it down by process of elimination. Could your goo turn an orc into an elf? No. Uh, that's, that is not a property of goo. Hmm. My goo, anyway. Hi, boys. Rags, don't get gaslighted by the bad Morley. Yeah, Mauler. I will gaslight whoever I want. Oh my god. It's freedom for you. The, the arrogance. <laughs> uh, hey y'all, just got a new position at my job and will be off weekends for the first time in 17 years. Now I get to EFAP every Saturday. Also high rags. Wow. Hey. Hello. That's impressive. Congrats, dude. Yeah, have fun, I guess. You know, we'll, we'll be here most, if not every Saturday. And hey, you got you got Friday and Saturdays with EFAP now. Uh, the night for the month coming because you got we got a Resident Evil movie and then the stream from us. It's gonna be great. Um, do you think the mayor was too easily convinced? Talking about um, Midnight Mass, I would suppose. And again, um, to try and remain as spoiler-free as possible. I don't think so. I, I think can they understand why it. he made that decision. I think they handled it pretty well. Um. They show him pushing back quite a bit, but it's really hard. I, I think it's going to be quite the challenge when you've got your what what he sees happen and what happens for him and his family. It's going to be hard to go back on that, especially if you think it's connected to the religion. Mm-hmm. I think the I, I think the the show does a pretty decent job at giving you the impression of yeah, I can see why somebody would go along with this. You know, like it's not it's not one of those it's not a it's not a show that portrays it as totally outlandish that anyone would buy this sort of thing. You could totally see why someone could be swept under the spell, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't treat those people as necessarily stupid, which is one thing I like. Like, it's 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 by no means an anti-religious um, uh, show. 
I really right. like how it handles religion. Yeah, I it's, certainly it's, didn't think so, but some people really do, uh, from what I've read. Yeah, from yeah, it seems to, it definitely seems to go a pretty the pretty, I mean, safe route of zealotry is bad. Mm -hmm. um, it, it it's far more a, you know, religion's a very broad umbrella of different things, and you should be a good person, you know, more than anything else. Uh, Mola, dissect the plot of the Sonic movie. I, uh... <laughs> I've still not seen that. You've seen that, right, Frankie? Yeah. No. I have not. Um, it's like, it's not good, but it's it's kind of like not good in the old school, not good sort of it's way. Just... It just doesn't like make much sense. Like a three or a four. Yeah, it's, it's, but it tries yeah. to have like a story about, hey, we're buddies and we're, we're coming together to save the world, that kind of uh, thing. So mm -hmm. it's very Is it enjoyable? Like other, is it funny or is it interesting um, to watch? I didn't find it very funny, but I did kind of enjoy watching it. Um, it, it was okay. a bit of fun at times. Chris Pratt as Mario. Might as well have Critical Drinker play him. Makes as much sense. What? <laughs> I, I mean, Chris Pratt's a good Krulin? voice actor. Like, it's just... Because, like, I it's liked just, him in the Lego movie. Yeah, he's great in the Lego movie. It, it's just I didn't expect to ever hear Chris Pratt as Mario. I'm, like, I am willing. Yeah, I can't... I'm willing to I say I can't imagine that, his voice coming out of that character. Yeah. I'm willing to say that I, I will give it a shot. I, just, I don't even yeah, know what to expect, absolutely. though. Uh, Oh, hey, I look. don't expect to like it, but I'm not expecting to, like, hate it. I just, I can't see it myself. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll do a bang-up job. I mean, I hope he does, you know, but I guess we'll see. Uh, just finished Midnight Mass. It's great, and I refuse to accept any hot takes to the contrary, so be nice. Oh. Uh... Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that but last if, episode. Yeah, the last episode is catastrophically bad. Uh, Sorry. Thoughts on the Star Wars anime, especially Episode 7, is objectively the best, but Episode 3 is insane, nutty, hilarious, outlandishism. It's all weird, but cool. You see, when anime does it, it's great, but when other things do it, it's shit. Dude, it's something I've noticed. there's a something clip. I, just something I've noticed. Well, let me describe to you a bizarre thing I could just come up with that's insane, right, Rags? I've done it in videos before to try and prove a point, but what if, like, what if you're in, like, an X-Wing? And you pop open the top while in space, and you activate oh, a, a mountain-sized lightsaber. You turn on your thing, well, and it's I can't. Like, I'm dead. No, shut up. So I turn on like the lightsaber, and it, it's like as tall as a mountain. It's fucking enormous. And then I drive. Well, I, I, the the X-wing's piloted uh, like by BBA or fucking whatever R2D2, and I, and it pilots me underneath, and I chop the entire star destroyer in half by doing that. Remember when TLJ came out and we used analogies that were pretty much exactly what this was to ask how far, how stupid could something go and before people stopped clapping? Maybe our, maybe we should have been like excluding if it's an anime because then it's okay if it's an anime. Well, I mean, the scenario I just described, I'm not even going to tell you about the dialogue, is what happens. I'm sure the dialogue is incredible. And um, and the first thought I had is exactly what you're saying. I was like, so if they did this in TLJ, you'd all be shitting on it. So what the fuck's going on? It's like, well, it's anime. It's a different universe, a different style. It's a different... Okay, all right, then. It's not retarded. It's fine. <laughs> 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 it's just... 
a funny sentence. It's not retarded. It's fine. And this is this is coming from somebody who appreciates. There's a lot of good anime out there. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But holy fuck, guys. Um, but you know what? I'm not saying the whole show is bad. I'm only of the clips I've seen. But uh. Yeah, I'm just. It's just because I just don't understand this. Like, oh, this anime is great. This anime is bad. This anime is great. When people say that, I just like I I just don't like when people say that. I just don't know what to think of you. You're discovering the absolute state of Betty Weebs. I can believe it. I can believe yeah. it. I heard that one was the really good episode. You are fucking with me, of course. Fuck me, Jesus Christ. Um, but no, we've not seen visions. Nor do I really intend to watch it. Nor ever. probably will we. I'm not interested, personally. No. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm just, just um, not interested. Try to watch A Quiet Place 2 on a plane. Boring as fuck. From what I heard, it, it, it made less sense than the first one, so I... like. That's a big oof. I'd be interested to see the two of them for EFAP movies. That would be fun. Yeah. A Quiet Fap. Donkey Kong, <laughs> we dude. <laughs> yeah, yep. everybody's made that joke, haven't they? It's the joke to make, I suppose. Yeah. End of the film. Mr. Mario, you've become part of a bigger universe, you just don't know it yet. Also, hi Rags, Mola, Shad, Fringy, Indiegogo, and <laughs> Indiegogo. There. And Weekend Warrior. Yeah, hello. Um. The. Indigo Gaming's parents divorced over the Mario movie? Is this because he, he was critical of it? I don't know. I don't, I don't oh, understand the, that the, reference. Oh, the original one? Oh, well, if any film is going to cause a divorce... Oh, no! Oh, no. Did his dad... Has his dad considered saving his mom from a dinosaur turtle? I don't know. I That's just... another movie I look forward to seeing in EFAP movies. So much potential. Which one? The the original Mario movie with Bob Hoskins. Oh yeah, I I do not know anything about it other than it's strange and not anything really like Mario, so. <laughs> when we get a date for the, the new one, we'll probably try and get it watched and right before. Wait, the new what, sorry? The new, like the, the Nintendo Mario movie, whatever it is. Oh, versus that's the... coming out December next year. Okay. We got plenty of time then. Yeah, it's still a while away. Um, how about Bowser's VA from Mario Sunshine instead? I mean, th that wasn't good either. Like, no, the no, voices of Mario Sunshine were pretty weird. Mario, how dare you ruin our family vacation? <laughs> Mario, how are you doing? It was very um. I don't even know how to put it. Like the voice acting was very. Is like... Is it like Uncanny Valley levels? Oh, of... it's incredibly uncanny. Yeah, it's weird. I'm, it felt I, like the, the actors were told never... not to take it that seriously. That it's bullshit or something. I don't know. Cause very odd vibe listening to everybody talk in that fucking thing. Well, yeah, it's just. Um, I think there is a reason why Bowser has never spoken again, except in subtitles, and I think it's because of that that game. Like it, it just it doesn't work. I don't think I want to hear anything except or, or it needs to be like a like um oh is it from Animal Crossing Babelese or Animalese where they just make the okay so oh, I'm playing right, the Beaver yeah. game right now as we're uh, as we're kind of chatting about this naturally and when you and and when you click on the beavers 
they they do like the Sims thing, or like oh, maybe Abdi Udoba, you know, like this a fake little little yeah. language thing. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Or when the text scrolls by in Animal Crossing, you know, it does that kind of noise. Yeah. I feel like that's as far as I could go with the Mario stuff a lot of the time. Well, uh, yeah, that's 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 all they ever do. When Pe and even if it's human characters like Peach or something, they just go like, ah, ha, ha. oh, ooh. like that's yeah. It. They don't actually speak in full sentences. Peach well, occasionally so speaks in full sentences. But this is the thing. Again, it's if the Sunshine voice actors were the same, but the writing was top-notch, it would be such a weird experience, because you'd be like, oh, God. Weird, yeah. But okay, it's more just Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Look, honestly, we'll just have to see how they do, I guess. Um, yeah. Did you see that Mr. Nuggy said Chris Pratt getting cast as Mario was Italia-phobia? How is it Italian? Italian Italian phobia. What what is the phobia though? Is it like it's of Italians? Yeah, they're terrifying. Okay, how Italians are. I wonder if Chris Pratt has any Italian heritage. It would be so fucking funny if you like both of his parents were Italian or something. Yeah, or like you could trace it back to Italy somehow. Well, that's the thing. Italians are in that weird list of white. As a as a race, so you can't look at someone a lot of the time and be like, "That's um, definitely an Italian," or "Definitely isn't." So people get tricked into doing stuff like that, where they where they jump the gun. Yeah, and and there's like this sort of you know how you can make fun of Russians till the fucking cows come home and no one gives a shit because they're like the whitest of white, 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 white. Um, Italians are in a weird spot right now where I think progressives don't know whether they should be defending them or not. The reason why is because it's Mediterranean, right? And the same, they're in the same category as like Greek people. Um, yeah, the yeah, Greeks, Mediterraneans, all the the Sicilians, uh, lesbians. Haha! But if, uh, you can't. Um, all that should be can't... highlighting to us is how ridiculous all of this is. Yes. Can we just stop focusing on this, please? Can we stop? Please stop. They, they ain't stopping anytime soon. We'll just continue it's, it's, to to paddle along in our little rowboat. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing that shit. Fuck that. Not yeah. like Waluigi. No, he's not. Uh, he's dropped into that um. Yeah. That that the pool. He he. Yeah. You would think that they'd say that Mario. I'm sure it's been said where Mario and Luigi and all that they are offensive stereotypes. Yes. Uh, you, that must yeah, have been said by somebody at some point. Yeah. I think they realized that was one that just wasn't flying by with folks, so they just said... It, honestly, right? That. I think it's just because it's too beloved as an IP. You can't, like, it... Yeah, that's you, what I'm like saying. Mario. You'd think... You'd think that would apply to a poo, but, like, I think that he got out of it... He, he They got into it because of the fact that, uh... Like, he's not the main star, I guess? Because mm -hmm. maybe if it was, like, a Homer, they wouldn't have been able to do it. Or um, maybe they could have, I don't know, because also... they... Maybe it's because it's a game, because well, I was about to say, like, a lot of episodes for TV shows are getting blacklisted now. Like, that's still happening. They did one recently. I shit it in our group chat one recently for some show. I can't remember if it was Community or it was something else. It could have been um, Seinfeld, I think. Uh, but episodes are still getting removed because too offensive. I think maybe Mario, the element is it's too wholesome. Like, nobody's going to be on board with you, like, saying that there's something deeply wrong with this. It's like, dude, it's Mario. He jumps around. He's a happy little plumber. And he saves the day. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. How are you going to get Just people mad Italian about this? And also, it's, wow. also, it's a Japanese game. Uh, it's a Japanese IP. So they're just not connected yeah, to the Yeah, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, in terms yeah. of... I, I can't imagine them giving a fuck anyway. Maybe, you know, if... Because I'm wondering now, if there was enough pushback on Twitter, um, would Chris Pratt, like, drop the role? Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's that simple. He, he might already be locked in, you know? But like, it doesn't even matter. Like, you just gotta ride it out and see what happens. Maybe, yeah. Um... It's funny, because we're yeah. all pushing back for it, but like... The reasons of being unsuitable casting for the voice. Yeah. Not because, like... It that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Charles Martinet's Mario works in the games, but hearing Mario's original voice for the length of an entire film would be just as uncanny. So the the, nah. the format is he's not going to be speaking a lot, presumably. Yeah, just have him have him mostly just say "Let's go!" Huh? Woohoo! What? Yeah, what? like yeah, exactly. What? Just do that. We'll have uh, other characters. So I'm assuming talk. people have watched the brawl cutscenes, right? Stuff like that. Yeah, just do just do the subspace emissary where nobody talks. It's all communicated through. Um, and it gives you opportunities for some great storytelling too, like uh, so. Pikachu and yeah. uh, Samus, for example. Yeah, they had their little sequences, and there was no... I Subspace Emissary was impressive in a lot of ways with how much they managed to communicate with um, like King DDD. He was super expressive and fun. You just have all of this, and you can do it. You can completely do it. It's um, it, it would be an interesting experiment. Just have Those... have minimal dialogue. Or have other characters talk. Have, like, Pauline talk or Peach talk. Even have Luigi talk a little bit more, but just have Mario doing his little normal thing. The brawl cutscenes were largely mediocre, sorry. But it, it, whether or not they are, it proves the point. <laughs> I don't even really agree. I think I think they did a pretty good job, considering that they're trying to tell a story with a bunch of these characters from different universes clashing. Uh... I wouldn't say great. Um, like that great maze at the end. I, I still remember that playing through that the first time. It's not fun. I I played through all of Subspace Emissary and I I, I don't remember hating it or anything. Uh, I liked some of the it. Cutscenes were nifty. Yeah. I yeah. I didn't have an issue with it, but that was a different me at that time. So. Right, look, it's fun seeing Kirby, like, meeting up King DDD, and they're like, Oh, hey, buddy, I'm so glad to see you. Let's go save the day. There was fun stuff in there. And that, having, yeah. like, it was fun. It was really fun. Isn't the opening some kind of, like, uh, Petty Piranhas, like... Yeah, Petty Piranha captures Peach and, and uh, Zelda, and depending on which cage you break first, that changes, like, who is sort of... Changes who's where and who you have to fight in certain instances. That's fun. That is fun. That was more effort than they needed to put in. Um, they should have hired Vinny Vinesource to play Mario. It takes all colors to make a rainbow, Luigi, except black. There's no black in a rainbow. That would be offensive. They couldn't do that. Well, is black a color? Or is it a shade? Or is it a lack it's of color? Kind of oh my god. Question. What is the speed of dark? Who knows? Yesterday. I think we can all agree the biggest injustice is having Charlie Day as Luigi, but not Danny DeVito as Mario. Rip gruesome <laughs> twosome. I think DeVito should be Wario. That is the suitable casting for yeah, him. Yeah, that that is that's that's kind of perfect actually. <laughs> I think yeah, that would be something that I could be like, okay, alright. But it, well, it's kind of the same with, like, Charlie Day as Luigi. For some reason, I'm like, I kind of see it, but at the same time, yeah. why not just have the actual voice of Luigi? Just have Charles Martinet do it. 
Because I feel like you can make a Luigi's Mansion movie and that could be really cool. Yeah, I agree. That would be a fun little horror movie that, it, or, you know, fun for the whole family. Luigi saves the day. And you can yeah, have... like a like a spook like a spoopy movie. Not a not a scary movie. A yeah. spoopy movie. Yeah, exactly. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> like the haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy. The haunting of Luigi's mansion. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness! Fifty six coins. Thank you. Uh, hi, Moogler and friends. Hello. Hi. Hello. Time for a language lesson. Try to pronounce... Uh... Okay, I'll paste it to you guys. Huh? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Is that what it actually means? Well, this is the thing, it's a super chat, so it's hard to trust them sometimes. <laughs> like... Yeah. Cactus well, I'm gonna double check. I'm assuming that means 12 months. So if it means something horrifically offensive, yeah. So if it says something horrific in another language, then okay. I apparently, guess it means it means it means 12 months in Estonian. Okay. Kaksteistkud. Kaksteistkud. That's how I would pronounce it as well. But unless we're doing the W in the case it's kuud, or would it be like continuum? Like continuum. Continuum. Uh, but vacuum isn't spelt like continuum. It's just vacuum. That's true. Yeah. So, so you don't you don't like always that. do that with a double use. That's the thing. And luckily, I can say W, and that's not its own fucking letter because we decided to call one letter W of an, a double of another letter. Well, I mean, it is a double U if you. A double V. What? No. Yeah. It's, it's a double it's V if you capitalize it. Um, so lowercase w is still, still a, depending on which font you're using, it depends on yeah, the generally, font. Yeah, generally, generally, it's, it, they'll be pointy and they'll be v's. Now, my personal handwriting, I avoid right angles for the most part when I do my personal handwriting. I do the cute so little mine will be two, w's if they're not capitalized. Yeah, mine will be two curves. I don't. Um, but that is, that's my personal, um, that is I, I have personal. some. That's not how I do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I think I have. Uh, I've been complimented on my handwriting, but it's definitely um, a little bit stylistic, but not to the point where it's like flowery or anything. But I, right. I enjoy, I, I enjoy having good handwriting. It is, it is very satisfying to write a note, and looking at it's like it's an artistry of its own. So I, I well, appreciate it. That's good nice for you. you. My, my handwriting deteriorates after a certain amount of time. Like it starts off good and then it just gets progressively worse and worse as the day goes on. Like you realize writing isn't fun and you just want to get the message out and go. Um, and be done. I think I think it's I think it's twofold. It's one, I just want to speed it up, but the second one is just my hands getting tired. Like if I'm if I'm doing it for a certain right, amount right, of time. Capital I, L with the curve. No, um, some of them I can't do and really get away with. So L's will have, there's a few sharp, there's a few right angles. Um, there's one on the R at the top left and the capital R. There will be one in, uh, like I said, the L. Uh, B's will have them, uh, but they will, uh, for the most part, I'll, I'll try to avoid, oh, one of the things I do is I'll avoid hooks. So here, let me bring up, uh, let me draw, bring up my uh, GIMP here and I'll give an example. It, it, I could do this with my mouse. It'll be fine. Uh, file, new. Let's just do a 500 by 500. Dude, you can choose for a sad wish from Shy Guy. 
<laughs> I wonder what that means. Sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> Sandwich, oh my god. Oh god, he's frowning. He's angry. Yeah, we're not gonna do a black. Oh, he's sad uh, and everything's crying. Oh. Wait, that's not crying, that's vomiting. Oh, that's... that's everything. Wow, you ruined the bridge, DK, you fuck. I'm gonna jump ahead for this one super chat. Muller, I just watched an episode of Star Wars anime, or the episode you were talking about. As a fan of both Star Wars, excluding sequels and beyond, and anime, I can say the episode is stupid and complete shit. Well, that guy didn't like it. But who knows how many people did love it. I've heard Brown Table reckons it's like the greatest Star Wars content outside of like the OT. Oh man. And I've wow. always trusted Brown Table. It's just it's a good noggin on that man's head. He knows what's up. He steers me right. Um. Bright side of Shad in quarantine, he can be on EFAP more. I think he's uh, he's out of quarantine by the time the next EFAP happens, so. He'll have to be. I think it's uh, two weeks. Yeah. And it will have been two weeks. Back to busy, yeah. Shad. Um. And a special hello to Rags, the goodest of good boys. Oh, thank you. Oh boy, I can't wait for Girl Boss Peach. I don't, I don't well, know what to expect. Well, I think it's... I would imagine that she's going to have a lot more of a role. Um, yeah. Than she does in the games, typically. Yeah. Muller and Vringy, do you like horror movies? Yes. Well, I mean, well, do I like horror movies like do I like movies? Um, I mean, I, it's not my favorite genre, uh, I will say that. Yeah, I don't really care for horror stuff. Like, compared to science fiction or something like that, or detective or, like, fantasy or anything like that, it's kind of, it's kind of on the lower end for me in terms of preference. Do you think that derives from, like, what your most sought-after experience in storytelling is? Yeah, probably. Like, I'm not really interested in being scared. Um, yeah, I'm not really I'm, interested in it either. I love it. Yeah. I find I mean, it's just... maybe it's that maybe it's like it's the candy for me where I don't want to I just want I just want it generally I don't want to I don't know like I don't it's nice to have but I guess I don't really want it like that much maybe um I think I've said this before but like there is some emotional experiences I just don't get as often with a lot of the stuff I consume you get very commonly funny and tragic those things are in lots of stuff but, like, um, one of the ones I've talked about before that are just kind of neat that you don't get much, and I did get it with Bioshock Infinite at the beginning, and with Rapture, obviously. Or just being kind of, like, blown away by the scale of a thing. And you're just, like, impressed, and, and, and you feel for a second just, like, how, how incredible the world is or something like that. You could get that from, like, a lot of stuff in Lord of the Rings as well, I would say. Um, that's something I don't get that often, and I'd like to have a bit more. But um, horror, like like really good horror to me was like Chasing the Dragon when, when I had it. Um, one of my favorite horror experiences I've said before is Amnesia the Dark Descent. That was like the most I, yeah. I've been scared by anything. Generally, the horror games that I like will be exceptions to the rule. So I, I like I, like I say often, Soma's my favorite game ever. And I loved Amnesia the Dark Descent. Um, I hated Amnesia Rebirth. Same. And for... for 
that we did a four-hour video on why Rebirth sucked and why we love the other two. But it's it, I guess it's one of those things where if a game's great and it happens to be horror, that's good. Like, it's, it's good to have that itch scratched every once in a while. Maybe that's the thing. I think, um, for me... I think I talked about this in the Soma videos. Um, I just like being the 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 fantasy of it. I think of um, yeah. actually feeling for for the walls come down enough that I feel like I am actually in this like you know medieval prison and I have to move through the rooms quiet enough that the creatures don't see me, but simultaneously the safety net is there that I'm not actually here. But, yeah. Um, it's like a it's almost like a drug, I guess. Let me ask you this, do you like roller coasters? Do you like that? I've always liked roller coasters, yeah. Because I love them. I love roller coasters. I love the thrill of, like, oh, weightlessness. Um, sometimes I, I drive my car really fast sometimes just to get the thrill of accelerating. You know, there's, a, there's an aspect of it. Yeah, almost think... quasi-danger, approachable danger that I really enjoy. Sorry. I like it, like, I, the feeling of being lost, you know? Uh, I, I kind of like that, because, like, if you live in America, if you get lost, like, you're, you'll are you be fine, right? Unless you're in the middle of the woods without any provisions or anything. I'm talking about, like, you're in a car and you just go someplace and you have no idea where you're going. You just go out and you go. Mm -hmm. And you know you can get back, you have a phone, and you can get directions anywhere. It's just whenever you choose to access that. Like, you really are lost, but you can get back to your way. Um, that sort of thing, or that's the kind of stuff I like. I tell people that all the times in games. It's like sometimes in a game, just relish the idea that you could get lost in a world because you won't have it forever. Eventually, you'll learn the game and you'll be familiar with everything and you'll know where everything is. But man, like when I bought the in Daisy, when I bought the Livonia map, I made sure to avoid online maps for it just go in it just just go out into the world be lost you don't know what's over the next hill you don't know what's over there just go out and find what you find and i really enjoy that kind of feeling yeah. sort of not knowing where you are um i was thinking as well you know like thrilling that's another fun emotion to get out of uh like movies games just media in general and i'd imagine what I'm referring to is something like uh, tense situations, but then their um, like fight sequences will often be pretty thrilling. I imagine if, if done they're well. good, and yeah. I care about the characters. Like if I don't know who is, it's like the whole. Um, it's like in the Suicide Squad when Flag and Peace uh, Peacemaker were fighting. I was like, oh shit! Like, yeah, I'd probably describe that scene as thrilling. Many different things could occur. Like I don't know how this is going to resolve, and that's kind of. Like, ooh, who knows? I don't know if they're both going to live or if one's going to die or if... I don't know. We're getting to the end of the movie, so I don't know what's going to happen. That's kind of thrilling in a way. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because I... Th I wonder how we would have reacted if um, Peacemaker started strangling Flag and Flag got the kill shot on him. Do you reckon we would have been like, well, he had to. Because it... With Flag dying, I think it felt way more tragic. If Peacemaker had died, I, I have a feeling that we probably would have been like, man, that was tough, but Flag pulled it off, because Peacemaker... Kind of, yeah, like, Peacemaker was... He was going to do something that wasn't good, and I understand why he did it and all that, but I guess, you know, Flag won that fight. Flag did what he had to do. 
Yeah, because I think the tragedy in Flag's death isn't just Flag's death, it's also that uh, that information may not get out now. Yeah, the implications of it, the fact that Flag was in, you know, Flag was the morally correct one there. Um, you know, what you wanted to see his resolution play out. Rags, I'm playing this game again with a lot of money on the line. Do you believe I can do it? I do believe you can do it. Do you think I w will do it, though? <laughs> I almost died there, that's why oh. I cut myself off. I have a total I, I have a total lack of belief in whether you can or cannot will or will not do it. Would you put money on me odds? doing it or not doing it? What are your odds? I get well, it's me against the computers, so Well, oh. I mean I, I still don't know. Oh, oh I win. Game. I, I turned on the thing. What you I meant to say you was you put put all of your money on it because you knew I'd win. I think yeah, I Legitimately, if I if I had, because I just didn't have it open, I have the chat window open. Um, I, I I would I would probably give any the benefit of the doubt. I feel like you could have pulled it off. Well, I lost it last time. I was actually pretty worried there. It was. It, you might even. Say I know, it was but tense. I think that. Yeah, but I I still think you know you got got a little bit of practice in, and that's what I said you should have done last time that you didn't do. That's all right, you know. Yay. You got better. You did it this time. You redeemed yourself. You were able to pull it off. You didn't fall into the lava pit. Also, how many monitors do you have? I have three. three. I think, right, yeah, and I think Fringy has two, from what I remember. I do not know for sure, though. I three is three a... Monitors. Oh, he has yeah, three. Three is a great number to go for, um, because you can get monitors, especially if they're just side monitors for extra space, you can get them cheap. Uh, yeah. And once you get past three, you gotta get into, like, setups. setups. Because really, with three monitors, the only thing you have to worry about is... Do I have enough desk space? Sheer physical desk yeah. space for it? Um, but I guess connectors to your GPU, but I think you can get adapters. Uh, but uh, but really, the big thing is going to be a, you need a physically large enough desk for it. Or like, you can I do the... A, they've uh, got those things, right, where you can, turn, you can put them on, like, arms and then connect the arms yeah. to the desk. You can, but I almost feel like at that point, maybe it's better just getting a, a good desk. Because with the arms, they have to be stabilized and held in place. And a monitor is not light, you know, to be held up all the time. So you got to make sure you get mm -hmm. solid stuff. And at that point, maybe it's just worth, I mean, maybe it's just worth getting a good desk for it. Uh, the well. desk that I have is a, let me find it. Because I, I quite like this desk a bit. In fact, I might as well plug it. Um, the desk I have is an Arosi Arena gaming desk. Um, I've had it for over two years now. It's my my issues with it are pretty minimal. Uh, really, all that I would say, I wish I could get a non-black cover for the top. In fact, maybe I can. Maybe I can have ask if the company sells them. But it is a sturdy desk, and it's got a nice mat that can go on top. It's pretty soft for your um, your 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 elbows and your arms to rest on. Um, it's it's like I said, it's very sturdy. It's easy to put together. It is wide enough to have three monitors and just deep enough for uh, a monitor in front of you as well. Because I have I have my microphone in front of me directly. Then I have the keyboard, then I have the monitor. 
So it's it's just long, you know, just deep enough for me to have all those things uh, you still comfortably. Don't want the um, I just because I know we've talked about this before, but I just like I get, oh, when I went from a stand on uh, standing, I don't know what the correct word is here, like the standalone microphone on the desk, and then having a microphone arm, like it was an upgrade that I loved. Oh, you have yours on an arm? Yeah. I do as um, well. I don't. Mine always just sits here in front of me. And I don't feel like it's in the way, because whenever I'm typing, my arms are on... Because it's not wide. It's It's got to be just... I don't even know. It, it, it can't be... It's not wide at all. So my arms very comfortably and generously go around it as I'm typing. Because when I'm typing, my arms are like straightforward. They're bent out at the sides and my hands are on the uh, the keyboard. So it, it never gets in the way. Um, it's not in the way of my screen. It's just down here in front of me. Um, I forgot. Also, hi, Rags. Gritches for the best Hello. boy. Thank you. Chad, you find yourself in a zombie apocalypse and you can pick one melee weapon. Which do you choose? He'd probably go with a sword, wouldn't he? Probably. I'd imagine so. I'm trying to think of what else would outclass it. You know, for so like an average I'm use. Thinking, I'm thinking I might want to... So it depends on zombie rules, of course. If it's just the general rules of you just have to fuck it up and it dies, uh, kind of like a person, then I might be going with a partisan. Uh, maybe something that has it's a sturdy... Partisan of you. Yeah, it is. Let me let me get a good picture of maybe something I'm talking about, but partisan weapon uh, images. Some because I want something that I can stab with that can kind of keep them at a distance. Uh, something that because I don't want to get close to them, I don't want to get around them. I want to sort of keep yeah something like this. Let me. Oh 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 yeah, Mordow one has some pretty good ones. Yeah, these are. Maybe this first one on the left, or the one in the middle. Those heads, how there's that 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 blade, and then it sort of has parts to the back of the head where it can maybe stop the body, so you stab yeah. it, and you could almost like push it back and keep it at bay, so it doesn't like like you don't stab it through, and it could you you mm -hmm. stab further than you need to, so I can keep that thing away from me. I, so wanted, I want I that think thing at distance. There's great use. It's just that I wonder if um, I would want something more all-purpose, and, and then at, at that point is, like, a spear of the spear family sort of thing more all-purpose in a zombie apocalypse than a sword, I wonder. Well, the thing is, like, uh, that's why I went with a partisan over a spear, because I want something that's a little bit shorter, so even if they get closer, I could hold it closer up to the head, maybe. Um... But yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good answers, mm -hmm. but I think that I would go... And it depends on what I'm doing, too. Like, if I'm wandering around in the world, well, I guess that changes, because I don't want to haul a partisan around everywhere that I go. I'd probably be more likely to have a sword. Um, maybe something a, a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, that would be... Because some people are saying halberds, and I'm like, a halberd would be great, but it requires a lot of room, and those things are... Like, guys, a halberd is long, and I feel like it might be excessive for zombies, because I don't really consider zombies, like, a huge threat, because they're, you know, they're, they're zombies, they're, it's the numbers thing. And generally, if I, I feel like if I'm in a position where I have to fight a lot of zombies, I'm, 
I'm running anyway and not like fighting them. And if I have to fight them off, like, that's, I guess that's why I'm. I feel like if we're fighting off a lot of zombies, we're doomed no matter what medieval weapon we I have. I guess it depends. It depends on the area. Um, if they're coming at you in a hallway, then it's like, well, I guess if I like if I had a hmm. partisan or something, I could just stab, 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 because they're all coming at me in one direction. That would be one. Are we thing. dealing with slow and zombies. A lot of this depends. Well, that's the thing. It depends on. Generally, I go for like zombies that are able to not run, but that that area between running and walking because like they're stumbling they're forward sort of thing. Kind of yeah, where they're like speed walking kind of speed because they're not. They don't have the. The, the, the coordination to like full out sprint but they can do more than walk is generally what I kind of go for um, inside every man there are two wolves one says hi rags the other says no rags join the rags battalion and ruin all grandmas rags battalion ruin all grandmas leave none unruined leave none unruined this whole situation reminds me of a great video by Dog Eat Dog on why celebrity voice acting is killing the industry. Hmm. I'd be curious to know what the argument would be that it kills the industry. Yeah, like, kills it in terms of, like, artistically? Even then, I'm not sure that you could say that that's gonna be the case, because a lot of celebrities might take it very pers uh, like, like, passionately. Like, they'll be like, oh no, I love this game, I look forward to voicing this character, I'm gonna do it justice, that sort of thing. But I don't know. Um, it could be a different argument, but yeah, that, that sounds like a potentially fair video. Vampires suck. Lycans are the best monsters. Full moon on the 21st. There's, I, I love the classic monster stuff. Vampires, werewolves... Oh, there's a game that um, came out recently called Resident movie. Evil 8, I think. You'd love it. Uh, they kind of do a lot of that stuff. It was great. Oh yeah, they they really yeah they they definitely don't squander all the potential Dude, of that I, imagery. If I was to have started up like around now instead, and I did a video, oh fuck's sake, I did a video on that instead of Resident Evil Seven. I guarantee you all the fucking videos would be saying like it delves into classic horror, it delves into gothic horror, it does a lot with these these things. When it's like it doesn't actually, it just shows up. It's like hello, and then that's it. But I'm sure the fact that it showed up for a little bit means people get to reference all of that. Angry Super Chat 8. Very well. Oh, fair enough. Uh, hey Massives, are you aware uh, what the arguments against Blind Man's finale are in regard to the inconsistency of the mechanics of body swapping and the fact that Danny somehow has a stronger will than the lady who just decided not to die of her terminal illness and stuck there for what was going to be eternity? Uh, Danny was super strong-willed. That's kind of the point they make in also, the show. Also, I'm sorry you don't understand tuberculosis. Uh, but the Decided will... First off, willpower... Die. So, first off, willpower plays a lot into your survivability. Yep. Literally the first thing they did, like when I was in Search and Rescue, that was rule number one, positive mental attitude. You have to believe that you can get out. You have to stay focused on a goal that's insanely important we talked about this um, with the rats there's experiments done on this people yeah and also tuberculosis can like it varies wildly in the amount of time it, it can take years and years and years to kill people and like it depends on the person depends on the severity of the tuberculosis I stress the idea every that time, it's just, we don't know that she yeah. wouldn't have died of it we don't know she was killed before she didn't die of tuberculosis you know what i mean yeah uh like this idea that it's 
I don't know. I just feel like you need to know what the fuck you're talking about, maybe. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Well, it's funny because I didn't know a lot about tuberculosis, and then I was told that they're representing it wrong, and I was like, okay. And I looked into it with Jay, funnily enough, because we were very curious, and we were like, oh, it matches how it's described. That's interesting. Yeah, the the depiction of it in the film seems to totally line to the, mo the show totally lines up with what we looked into and what we read like it's really not an issue at all um, and if you think it is i don't i don't know you're just you're fucking wrong and then you got danny's arc in the show is uh being more forthright about what it is that she wants and acting on like what she believes of this stuff she's like repressed and pushed around uh, if you remember like in marriage is pretty much entirely dictated by the fact that it just seems like the thing to do and and she can't she can't tell people no she doesn't want to and then she's released from that marriage by happenstance and it's a fucking awful life to live but she's happy that she was released from it and that's like the huge levels of guilt there's uh there's loads of good stuff in there and then yeah she so she has and if you remember she is more passionate about saving those kids to, like than fucking anybody is pretty much and uh, yeah, she's she's willing, fully, to keep the willpower. She cancels out the willpower of uh, Viola. I don't know why you'd yep. believe that like Violas would overpower Danny. They're both human. They both have extreme passion for the thing. It's like to me, it was it was kind of perfect. I'm very happy with the ending of Bly. I still am. And thinking about Midnight Mass's ending, I'm like, yes, I'm very happy with Bly's ending. <laughs> like, I hug yeah. it. I keep it close to my heart because we were fucking lucky we got that. We dodged a huge mine, apparently. And yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say about all the, the tuberculosis conversation. It matches everything I've been I've seen about it. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I just feel like before I make a criticism like that, I just feel like I would do my just just the basic diligence to Google it. Cause that resolves the issue extremely quickly. But I don't know, I guess I'm not a doctor. So if I don't know how well, a disease why we Googled works, it, <laughs> then yeah, then that's why like, oh, let's see if this is a thing. Oh, this confirms that this thing is indeed a thing. Okay, that settles that. Moving right along. Maybe that's that could be legit the reason why they chose tuberculosis. They they had a whole slew of different diseases that they could have picked. Mm -hmm. Tuberculosis can it, it it seems like it would do everything that they want it to do for the plot, and it makes sense. So that's why they chose it was tuberculosis that she got. Yeah, it's a debilitating disease that would have taken a lot of time uh, to kill her if it was going to kill her, which is perfect for the the scenario that was happening. Which was that she needs to be kept at arm's length to watch her whole life be taken away from her, basically. Hence her desire to maintain all the things that are being taken from her. Is this right? Oh, this is kind of a cool challenge, look. Uh, th this, is, this is the party game at the end. They were giving me shit once before, but this one is... There are five shapes that spin, and one of them is not like the others. You have to try and tell which one it is. Ah. I didn't get that one in time. Yeah. This, this is way more fun than the others. Rags, what bad dragon toys do you recommend? Love you. Uh, I mean, if I, I, if you're looking for something to go in you, uh, my if you're starting out, start small, and use a lot of lube. 
just go easy. Don't don't hurry into it, man. I promise me, do not hurry into it. Uh, just yeah, start small, get used to it. A lot of the canine ones are pretty good because uh, they have like different stages to them, resting points, if you will. Uh, and then you could you could get bigger from there. Uh, you didn't have to answer the question, but you did. Well, I don't want, like, legitimately, if someone's interested in that sort of thing, and, like, I want them to have good advice. I don't want to go in, uh, I don't want, you know, them to have a, like, the idea of, oh, it won't be as bad at the beginning, or not as bad, but as it, it won't be, like, it's something that you should be aware of before you start. It, it benefits greatly from the idea of, like, really stressing with people, use lots of lube and start small, and then work your way up over time. Um, because if you try to, I don't want anyone to hurt themselves. That's the thing. Yeah, I want to gift you guys stuff from Bad Dragon. What sizes should I get? Uh, smalls for these guys, probably a large for me. Any of you used Tinder before? Stories? No. Mm -hmm. No. I I would um, I would court the women the old-fashioned way. No no social programming for me. I would I would become good friends with their highly esteemed fathers yes. at their manor parties, and then I would express my interest in their daughters, and mm -hmm. then uh, a marriage would potentially be arranged, and then oh you know how it goes. You know how it goes. God. What about you, Fringy? Uh, yeah. But I don't have any stories. Oh. Don't start with a horseman is what you're saying. Well, the issue with a horseman isn't the, necessarily the size or the shape. The shape is really good, actually. Um, but it's the, the, the tip is often more blunt. And you should start off with one that's got a lot more taper of a point to it. So it's easy to kind of get onto. Um, so that's that's... You know, he had my advice. Yeah. Chris Pratt to play Barack Obama. Fringy thoughts? <laughs> hey, look, adaptation, right? <laughs> what if he, like, pulled off the greatest fucking performance ever, you know? What if? It would be hilarious if he, if he had the voice nailed down. He did the perfect voice. <laughs> he was just, you know, just a white guy. Well, I, I, there's no way it would ever... I think most people would just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what are you doing? It would um, be funny, though. It would be funny. Ooh, look, I got Waluigi's shower. It, it It's fire. It's not water. Okay. That... <laughs> Alright, then. <laughs> Hi, rags. Why rags? Hello. Fly rags. Dry rags. Hi, rags. Try rags. Hello. Buy rags. Buy rags. Bye. Mm. Fred the Vampire Accountant is a really funny novel series about exactly that. An ethical vampire who buys blood. The full cast audiobooks are great. Yeah, that sounds like it could be fun. Spoilers for Midnight Mass. Why didn't Hassan, Aaron, Sarah burn down the church and shelter after the sun came up? I mean, it, so if the logic was we have to destroy these buildings before sunrise because otherwise 
they will have protection. That's that's actually fair. It's honestly safer because that means that the vampires will be in the building and they can't leave exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, and that's of course the obvious well, thing is let's just chill until they all go in that building and yeah, then burn like, it this down. Is the type of time for us to yeah, wait we, until there. They treat it as though there's a time limit on when the sun rises for the humans. It's like no, the closest no. you are to the sunrise, yeah, the, the, the safer wait. you are. Absolutely, yeah. Right. It's this the, the the most efficient. You, this is the only building left. That's the whole design of the baddies' plan. This is the only building left that we can hunker down in and sleep until next nightfall. Um, and they don't know where the humans are. Important to note, they don't know where the humans are. Uh, the vampires can't leave. You know where they're going to be. You know, with total impunity, you could make that thing go up nice and easy. Just, just wait. I don't know. I don't. Um, Surely somebody must have mentioned this to Mike, but I guess he was busy or something. I don't know. Also, I guess yeah, a little bit spoilery for a second. You're gonna have to tune out. It won't be too long. But I just want to answer in chat as well. Someone said um, they were pretty happy with Midnight Mass overall, ignoring the issues uh, and how they play out. Who was your favorite character? And they said theirs was either the sheriff or John Pruitt. I'd go with it's easily Riley. He's my favorite. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, yeah, definitely Riley. Um, I could see John Pruitt scoring high, though. Okay. I did like him quite a bit. Um, this... The sheriff, unfortunately, got his potential. Well, like, was not... so I was about yeah, to say, at the end, Pruitt, really... Pruitt has problems in the finale one. that fuck he with does. him. In the finale, yeah. So it's, it's, if we ignore the finale, he's pretty great. Um, uh, well, if we ignore the flaws of the finale, he's pretty great. Uh, but, like, the sheriff... I don't think he does anything out of character. They just don't do anything with him. Yeah. Oh, it's a yeah, shame. Yeah, I feel like they're setting him up for a payoff that never comes. Exactly. And I wanted a lot That's more for thing. him. I want to be honest with you. I don't think he should have died. I no, I don't think so. I mean, expect we got because only two people lived. And I'm like, That's lame. Yeah, you know, lame. I wish more people, you know, made it. I suppose part of the the ending point they're making is the death is. Nothing to be, you know, they, they make a lot of points about death, so I imagine thematically they wanted a lot of characters to die, but I just, like, if the deaths were meaningful and well earned, I would have been okay with it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, they plus, it's, just, it's a living, not dead person telling me that, so I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> um, what about how Riley traumatized Eren? Do you think there was a better way to show her the truth? I mean, I. That's part of his point, right? He was like, you're not going to believe me unless you see this, the way that it's about to happen. You could argue, um, this is so spoilery, sorry about this. You could argue that it would have been better for him to, like, hold his hand up through a window and be like, look, I'm burning. But the fact is, he wanted to kill himself. Exactly. Yeah, he, this, this, this gets could rid of one stone. And, sense, and he's yeah. put her in a position where she can escape. She can go to the mainland if she wants to. Yeah. It was and actually he, a pretty smart idea. I, honestly, I think it works really well. I mean, what about in the sense of, like, I, could he have done more? I guess you can always do more in the sense of, like, the phone and texting the mainland telling him something horrible's happened or starting an investigation. Uh, yeah, he probably could have done more, but I, I, if I gave it a good rewatch, I think I would try and argue done. what he was, he was, like, leveling what he wants with what uh, he would like to protect people-wise definitely wanted to not be a vampire yeah he, he was very aware of his his hunger and what that would lead to mm -hmm. and yeah you could tell you he was thinking about that with her they gave us that shot of yeah. her neck 
Oh, there's parents too. Yeah, which is gonna make you make some decisions pretty quick. Um, he le he left a good note for Pruitt too. Yeah. Uh, hi everyone. Will you do a mini for Midnight Mass? Yeah, the that one's gonna be well after Bly, and Bly isn't gonna be for some time probably as well because we've just got lots of projects right now. But uh, yeah, we I, I'd happily do one for Midnight Mass someday. I want a good amount of time to forget that show a little bit though. Yeah. But not like the main payoffs, just enough that I I can then we can rewatch it and we can talk about it. <laughs> you know what's funny when we watch Hill House. And we knew episode 10 was gonna be shit. I mean, myself, Fringy, and... Who else in our group had seen it already? Metal had seen it. Metal, I think, okay. Yeah. Um, I was still super excited to talk about a lot yeah. of it. And then I was gonna be like, well, and now comes the part where I just don't... I, we have to talk a little bit about the flaws, unfortunately, and how much they... But, like, really with Midnight to... Mass, I'm gonna be like, oh, man... And I think it's I'm just because they stole so much of what would have been completed storylines. I don't feel like any of the characters got completed stories except for uh, Riley. Yeah, that's the thing. The best character is the one who wasn't around for the last episode. Meanwhile, a lot of people um, make it through unscathed in Hill House because they don't really even understand what's happening in the last episode. Which I don't blame them for because <laughs> it's pretty nonsensical. Well, did you think the priest finding the cave was Tism? Um, he, so we're told he he wandered off, and he kept walking and I... walking, and then there was a desert storm that um unveiled something that was mostly hidden. That's like fine. I like it. I'm fine with it. I like the idea that because of where he went, he went to the Holy Land, a place of importance for multiple very big religions, and so the idea that there's something out there in the desert that's been buried that has like religious connotations or that could be the source of some of our myths i i like that idea and i and that it's been unearthed um and that he happens to be the one who came across it and as a result he brought it here and so the story's kind of kind of you know largely centered around that i uh, i like it I, I, I kind of... I well, here's another thing. I really liked the creatures... Uh, I think there was, it was largely non-CGI. I, yeah, I was totally... Like, I thought the... Yeah, I thought it looked great. Such a shame. I was ready for so much more, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of wonky, wonky metaphor, what's your thought on Netflix Bright starring Will Payne Smith? I have not seen Bright. I've um, not seen Bright as well. I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot of bad things about it. I've heard a lot of, yeah, a lot of weird, all over like the place Shrek. stuff. There's references I think... to Shrek in this world where fantasy <laughs> creatures exist. And it's like, think about that from a world-building perspective, guys. I think that uh, if we were to watch it, Garen fucking T, we would come away being like, oh man, some of the messages in here are really fucking awkward if you think about it. Feel like that's gonna happen with whatever allegories they're running with, but hey, I would give it a fair shake. I just haven't seen it. Um, hail the unlisted, also high rags. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess the unlisted will be on their way soon enough. This is like the opposite of Outer Banks. I was getting so mad because of the refusal to end storyline. Season one and two finales were so built up just to end on cliffhangers to bring you back. 
So mad because their refusal to end storylines. Oh, and I guess part of our criticism was that like they rushed the ending. I guess mm -hmm. that makes sense, yeah. Just pretend you like the ending of Midnight Mass. Cinema wins. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Chad, I leave on my IDS mission in five weeks. Luckily, I get to speak English and not any other inferior language. Oh, Ooh, nice. I had a sandwich the other day that tasted horrible, but at least it had a good message. <laughs> hi, Weekend Warrior. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> he would have said hi. He would have, yeah. That Nirvana cover hurt me more than anything. Yeah, uh, it hurt a lot of people. It's, um, yeah, that is a... Uh, mm. What we call a crime. But it was not punished. So, is it only a crime when you've been charged? How does that work? Do you, have well, you committed I mean, a crime as soon as you break the law? Um, it, well, I think the whole point of I the mean, trial is to can, is to find out if you did commit a crime. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Exactly. exactly. So if I killed Rags, I haven't committed a crime just yet. Well, the idea is you've been accused of it. The crime, a crime has been committed, but whether or not... Yeah, it's, if it's, well, it's, it's built into it's the... It's a little more complicated, right? Because what it, yeah. Well, if the premise is that you killed me, yeah, you have committed a crime. Not, well, you've not been accused whether or not, a crime. Well, I, it's built if, into the question, right? Well, but I could kill you and not be punished, depending on the circumstances, right? Of course. So it's the... So you could have committed a crime, but the justice system wouldn't have discovered Well, no. That? So imagine imagine somebody's died, and then you get accused of murder. It's like the crime of murder, and then it's like, oh, no, you were defending yourself or something. He attacked you first, you killed him. It's like, so now Not we've discovered that there, isn't, there is no crime. The crime was committed by the other guy who attacked you first. Oh, in the, oh, in the sense of, like, oh, it, so you, in the you sense don't know of, what yeah. the circumstances of you killing me are. Well, if I say I kill you, that covers all circumstances of me killing you, which could be self-defense it could well be a things. crime or it could not be a crime but, but if you've been charged you've been accused of having committed a yeah crime. if i said i i murdered you then yeah that's baked in mm -hmm. um in luigi voice i'm a scorsese number one wait why would it be we said scorsese directs okay I, I don't know about scorsese doing the voice of luigi but i guess i'm on board with that It'll be fun. Lack of punishment doesn't mean you didn't commit a crime. No, this specific example was a crime. There is no crime. The Wait. case would determine that there has been no wrongdoing. Is there a crime you can commit that has zero punishment? I think their logic would be like, so for instance, if I, I guess the hypothetical in that instance would be you actually did it, but you got away with it. And it's like, well. Oh yeah, I'm thinking more. Can you be convicted, case, but you don't? There is just there's just no punishment because I guess it's so low level. But at that point, um, well, the thing is, is you can have things where like they'll give you a suspended sentence and it's not on your criminal record. Like that's there is something of a punishment there. I was about to say like I could still again. call that a punishment, couldn't I? Yeah. Um. Yeah, in the sense that, that you know, if you offend again, the consequences would be significant. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there is one where you would get convicted and there is absolutely nothing at all. Um, Treason. There would always be something, even if it was incredibly, incredibly small. Crossing the US southern border. Is there no punishment for that? Well, it depends, right? I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. I mean, there should be, but whether or not there actually is... 
like, if an American crosses the border down to Mexico without prop going through proper channels, I'm assuming the punishment yeah, for that... Yeah, they'll would... deport you. Yeah, they'll, they'll that, deport that, you and yeah. they'll send you back here. Apparently, well, we there isn't... talk about how racist the Mexicans are, so... Huh. Oh, people are saying apparently no, so that actually is. Your complaint is that it's not being enforced. Oh, right, they're, I didn't realize... supposed to be on the books. That's the thing. But the the these days, you know, with a lot of people, it's they don't get, you know, they just there's no, they just I'll, nothing is done about it. That comic that I posted, I find very amusing. But Kirby spits them back out and gets the powers. The Doctor should still be in there. No, you can't spit them back out if you've got the power. It means you've you've gulped them up. That's you not have how, to, that's not he, how it works he, in if, um in the Smash Brothers, but if it works in the series. Well, there you go. Adaptation. Oh, actually, let, me, let me hold on. If you've shown it, which you may not have. I have not. Okay, yeah, probably because I, I don't know exactly who uh who made it. Oh yeah, I don't know either, but um I guess, is it Safely Endangered? Is that who made it? I guess so, yeah. That's the name of the comic, anyway. But yeah, if that was Dr. Mario, which... It almost seems like that's the implication, <laughs> you know? You can I have this scenario. Mario. I mean, the mustache just looks kind of like him. Um, and yeah, Kirby swallowing up Dr. Mario in, in Smash, pops him back out and then gets <laughs> the powers. But in the Kirby world, it just... That's it for Dr. Mario. <laughs> Well, is that has Dr. Mario ever been in Kirby? And, and therefore, I am arguing this is an adaptation of Smash. So you're arguing it's Smash Brothers rules? Yeah. I mean, even if it is Smash Brothers rules, it could still work. Maybe he Yeah, the Doctor's Dr. still Mario in the room, just like, I'm fine. <laughs> he yeah. stopped him in. <laughs> uh, Massives, check out Deathloop if you can. It's super fun, and the storytelling and characters are good. Deathloop. I've, that's new, right? That's arcane. Yeah. I am waiting to see if the performance issues that I've heard about uh, are sorted out. Probably grab it. And if you recommend it, I might check it out. Yeah, I'm hoping it's good. Though I've heard some mixed things in terms of like the. Uh, apparently, it's handholdy, which uh, surprises me based on what it is. Yeah. Come on, we can do it. Come on, DK. Come on, work together. Put him in. Aww. It didn't look like we were losing. Fine, I guess we lose. Um, Friong, have you checked out Fujimoto's Look Back yet? No. Oh, there you go. Look back. Oh, warrior beat you. <laughs> a person afraid of criticism is afraid of creating. You know, not necessarily. Not necessarily, <laughs> no. but... Not necessarily. There's a lot of people out there who genuinely just have serious personal issues, maybe even mental issues, like they cannot handle seeing their work be criticized in any way, and that, but they could be incredible creators, you know? Yeah, of course. I think it's important, and I think it's helpful, but ultimately, if someone was to literally break down in tears the second people start criticizing their work, I'd be like, you need to not show people your work until you get that sorted out. Yeah. You're not ready to fight this battle. You are not the appropriate. It's like this is a high level zone, and you're still a newbie level yeah. four. You need to you need to level up and experience uh, gain before you venture into 
uh, new places. Most people aren't good at criticizing things, but part of your job in almost any art form is to translate the criticism to something you can work with while also not compromising your vision too much. Yeah, it's um, it can be tough. Uh, like we, we talked about how like a lot of it is is figuring out how valid or, or useful the criticism is. So there's a lot of um, processes. Rags, I'm doing the same video game again. I'm going to win. Am I going to win? Absolutely. You've won before. Well, You've had even more I, practice I, I, now. I've lost before too, Rags. Yeah, but you're you wouldn't you wouldn't you're not the kind of person who'd want to let me down. What? Oh, oh, geez. Now the pressure's real on. It's not even just money oh, anymore. Yeah. Now I'm I'm lighting a fire underneath uh, there, which is an appropriate you know, analogy. I guess, I guess so. Bring, uh, you wouldn't do that to me, right? Do what? Sorry. You wouldn't make this victory or no, loss based on. No, I don't on... want to make it through. No, I even if it did depend on that, I wouldn't tell you because that's that's pressure that is not going to be helpful. Wow. What do you think about that, Rex? I think that pressure is uh, is something that will test your metal. I think that you well... need to learn to deal with pressure, and it might be tough at first. But the more you are used to pressure, then the better that you can in the long term behave well under that pressure. Came this second. Kind of interesting to think about the account. idea that um that, that second, whatever. Second is great. I got more money than I had when I started, so that you know. <laughs> That's definitely a win. That is absolutely a win. Yeah, second place actually matters in the battle mode, so. Yeah, just because someone else <laughs> made more coins than you, that doesn't mean that you lost because you didn't get as many coins. Yeah, no, capitalism. That's right. it's yeah. Not a zero sum game. You don't have to. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> for you. It can work. As someone said in chat, pressure does make diamonds. <laughs> so... I find it interesting to think about the idea that. Wait, you know, if, if you got the stream up, look what just happened. <laughs> and then he rolled a one. Oh, unfortunate. Fucking warp piped to reach the same position he was already in. Oh, what a waste of waste of money, Luigi. See, Luigi still lost ultimately. <laughs> oh, book squim, come on. Hey. Uh, Efap, what do you think about the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr.? I remember liking them quite a bit, but I haven't seen them in many years. My memory is, I loved the first one, I wasn't as fond of the second one, I still think they're both good. Um, I'd have a lot more to compliment about the first one. I really loved how they managed to recontextualize a lot of the magic into grounded sort of just uh, advancements in technology and stuff. And trickery, it was cool. And I like RDJ's Sherlock, I think he's neat. Yeah! I think he does a nifty job. Do you remember the sequence where um, we see, uh, I forget her name, but she's meeting with Moriarty, and like a hobo turns up and he's like, spare change, or something like that, and then Moriarty pulls out his gun on him, because he has like a little retractable gun in his sleeve. And then he's like, oh, sorry, sir, oh, Jesus. And then we get the scene repeats from Robert Downey Jr.'s perspective, and he like goes through the whole area picking up lots of different items from different tables and different people until he's got a full disguise and then it turns out he was the bum do you remember that oh draw nice it was me all along i think i remember he, he like has a fake nose and all kinds of shit he pulls together on his little run through like a top hat and a scarf and the way he's like pulling stuff off people while they're walking 
Uh, just, it's quite smooth, it's, it's cool. And that's Guy Ritchie! It's probably my favourite Guy Ritchie film, actually, outside of Snatch. I'm not sure if it ranks above or not, I'd have to rewatch it. Discombobulate. Do you remember the fucking, the intro where, uh, Mark Strong has, like, a glass spike in his hand? And he almost fucking I yes. remember that. Dude, law, yeah. I remember thinking, like, fucking hell. Like, if if anyone had stepped any closer... It's kind of an interesting idea, right? Because that probably would just cut right into you. And yeah, if it's sharp enough and thin, if it's sturdy enough, that's the thing. Maybe if it, if it was that thin, then maybe once it hit his skull bone, it would have just snapped. Well, he was going through the neck, right, I think was the intention. Oh, yeah, maybe that would have done it, yeah. Would have done some damage. As they say in Le France. Le France Land. All of that was the second movie? Everything I've described is from the first one. The disguise sequence is definitely in the first one. He's chasing, um... Who's the, the girl? Uh, it begins with an A. Rachel McAdams. No, um, the character. Amy. A, it's like... I want to say Ariana, it's not that. Someone in chat's gonna know. Ad it's Adler. Adler, that's it. Oh uh, yeah, he's chasing her into the, uh, carriage. Irene Adler. Yeah! Show the Dunning-Kruger graph. You start with low confidence, then peak in confidence... Confident ignorance, then enter the Valley of Despair, then go to Accurate. I remember, because I think part that I was talking about was like, if you think about it from the perspective of somebody who wants to get good at like, for instance, art, you start, and you learn a little bit, and you're like, oh god damn, I'm awesome, but you are so unaware of how much you don't understand about art that the more you do, the more your confidence begins to crater. And then that's, like, the point where you kind of figure out if you're going to give up or, like, try to get better at it. And then eventually you start to learn more and get better, but you'll mm -hmm. never quite be as cocksure as you were at the beginning. You sure um, Wow, I got a better memory than, like, reason. many people in chat. They're all saying I mixed it up, that uh, Mark Strong isn't Moriarty. No, chat. Moriarty is in the first film. He talks to Adler in the, in the carriage. Uh, that's who she works for. Oh, we don't see him until the second movie. Mark Strong is also in the film. Fucking! I haven't seen the in film the in film ages. For sure. Yeah. He was definitely in that movie. It's the hobo scene where he's like, "Oh, change, please," and he does the retractable gun because he's a technology expert. And it's like, "Whoa, retractable gun! It's so cool." I, I really like the ending thing where they they talk about how the real prize all along was sending radio signals, because we yeah. just sort of, I guess, we just sort of took took that for granted. When that's an incredible piece of technology, potentially at the time, like that revolutionized so many different things, and we might not have even really thought about it. But then you're like, oh yeah, that's Wait, insanely what? important. Moriarty was in the Wait. first movie, but he wasn't played by Mark Strong until the second movie. Mark Strong's not in the second movie. He's dead. <laughs> like, he dies in the first one. Moriarty's played... was like... Moriarty's played by the guy who was in Resident Evil 2. I forget his name. He was also in, um... Rags, you might know his name. He was in, uh... Chernobyl. He was the main character. I just can't remember oh. the fucking actor's name. He was Moriarty in the second film. In the first film, he's played Jared Harris, that's it. 
first film, he's played by Daniel Day-Lewis, I think. But you don't see him. You only hear his voice. I think. I'd have to check that. Mark Strong is uh, Blackwood. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays... Um... We playing the uh, Gaslight yeah, Mola uh... game? I don't know sometimes. It's hard to tell. <laughs> I don't remember MB in the movie. You don't Valeria see his face. Bog, you don't see his face. Larry, yeah. I think they deliberately didn't show his face because they didn't know for sure who's going to be playing him in the second movie. Mark Strong dies twice? Maybe. Oh yeah, he does die twice in that movie, you're right. The first one's a bit of a fake out, though. Um, but I, uh, I'd be up for rewatching them sometime. That's another E-Fat movie right there. Soup. Yeah. Soupcha, Time Experiment TK01, 25th of September 2021, 22... Oh, well, 10 o'clock, I guess. I don't know what that's about, but alright. Um, to the Shaddest of Versities, what would be the best way of purchasing your book in hardback? I have no idea what the answer to that question is. If um, is it on Amazon? I'm assuming that's the main way to buy it. I think uh, that's how I bought Amazon. it. It's probably probably one on is there. Is that not an option? A lot of the I times it will be an option, option there. So I'm I, would assuming... I, would, I would try and check the options. I'm assuming that because this person said where to get it from hardback, that it's not available on Amazon because that's the kind of thing that they must have checked. Yeah, you know? might be, yeah they might be dumb though. So Should maybe check Shad's channel, see if there's something on there. Yeah. The links to it. Yeah, I'm not shizzle. The Sherlock movies are poor, but far from bad. They're poor, but far from bad. That's a weird far way to say bad. it. I mean, I, you, think you, poor, I thought poor was adjacent to bad. Yeah, I would have said it's adjacent to yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, is there any right like, to... Oh, wait, sorry. What were you going to say? No, that's it's fine. Let's go ahead. Uh, also, hi, Mola, Weekend, Fringy, uh, Shad... And IG, Owen Hyrax, I guess. And go gaming, and hello, right. hello. Yep. Um, is there any writer who is better at world building than George R. R. Martin? No, Tolkien is not a correct answer. Damn. I mean, I don't know. Probably. Um. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, be able I'm to answer that question. I'm trying to think. Of, of, yeah. I can't answer that either. Who the, yeah, I'm not familiar enough with Game of Thrones, uh, but I just, I don't know. I'm hesitant to call someone, anyone, the best at anything. Yeah. Uh, best at world building, better than good. The thing is, George R. R. Martin's tangled himself up in his world building, so it's kind of hard to compliment it right now. It's part of what people believe is the reason he's taken so long making the next book. He's got different things happening at the same time that he didn't account for. So Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, that's, oh, you. That's funny. Oh, you. <laughs> Good uh, one. Oh, you. You funny man. Funny, funny man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as for... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know who the best world building around. I've... Heard a lot of good things about the world building for the expanse. I haven't read. Well, I've been listening to the audiobook. It's um, yeah, it's interesting. Here's a super chat to say thanks for saving me from getting a Disney Plus subscription. Hope you're surviving quarantine, Shad. Also, high rags. Hello to you. 
I think he's doing just fine. And as for that, obviously there's a lot of Disney Plus content that you won't see us cover whatsoever, but you can probably rely on EFAP at this point to guide you through the MCU when you don't want to watch it. Um, I think we're probably going to catch all the main events up until... I would be curious what it would take to knock us off wanting to see something like an Avengers movie, you know? Because you know, cause you know um, if they said, know like, the new Avengers starring, it's, it's literally Bucky, Falcon, uh, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, and fucking Wanda. I don't know, I don't really care, but let's just say I it was those five. how much they terrorize Bucky. That might be fun. Well, I was just going to say, if it were those five, and we know for a fact that Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and whoever else aren't in it, would you go see that? Uh, probably still, yeah. I think I would. I mean, just there's, there's an aspect relevant. of morbid curiosity that That's I have. literally yeah. it for me. I just want to... I'm very curious what they're going to do. Well, in that case, it seems like there's basically no line that, uh... Well, you say that. No. Like, That's the reason I why I went care. with I Avengers didn't... first. Because I think that the, it right. gets much easier when we get to stuff like, will you watch Captain Marvel 3? I'd be like, hmm... That's going to be a question <laughs> I answer when we get closer to that. Yeah. For example... Rags didn't go and see Shang-Chi. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't give a Technically speaking, I didn't go see Shang-Chi. It went and saw you. It, 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 it looked for... It, it did the Soviet-Russia thing. Funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, theoretically, there's already been one that qualified, so I think that going forward... Like, I'll go see The Eternals, probably. Rags, you gonna go see that? That's one that feels necessary, but... Um, am I gonna go and see it? Because obviously we could just... I don't think it's a problem mm. at this point to have it so that we just... We could just do the format of telling you the events and stuff. That wouldn't... That, that's not a terrible format. I like it for two reasons. One, I think it's entertaining and fun. And two, I don't have to do anything. So, <laughs> there, there's just wins all around. Everybody wins. Venom, and plus, I guess we can, and, we can skip And plus, that I don't... Right? Like I, I will. It, it's dad. My my dad doesn't care about Marvel stuff. So when theaters are back to normal, quote unquote, if. and we go out and see stuff again, I just it probably won't be the ones that because I don't really enjoy going alone. Uh, uh -huh. yeah, so I, I could, I'm totally fine going on my own. So when um, we, I, when we go and see something, it probably won't be a Marvel thing anyway. I I think I told you that I've only ever I think in my life seen one movie on my own is Black Panther. I think I've seen only. I think the, uh, yeah, maybe just a couple I've seen on my own. The last one I saw on my own was The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> the last one I saw on my own was Shang Chi's last movie, <laughs> like that well, I saw. So, I'll do it. Like the reason I did it with Black Panther was because I invited Smiler to come and see. He was the only person who had the availability, and he was like, "I do not give a fuck about a Black Panther movie." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I guess I'll go see it." So he hates black people. Yes, 100%. But uh, oh, what I was going to say was it hit me straight away when I finished that film. I was like, I wish I had someone to fucking talk to right now about all this shit. Obviously, I could just wait until oh, I get home. Yeah, I guess there's an element of that. But I mean, I like for me, it's a matter of I. it's not, not going to stop me from going to watch a movie if I have to do it on my own. But what's your preference? Uh, I actually prefer to go on my own, but I'm uh, I'm I'm one of those people. <laughs> like, well, but like I I feel like it would be out of character for me not to point out. Like, it seems to me that the the, the does it not make sense that it, like from everything I know about you and all the stuff I've watched with you, it's like it seems like you do enjoy it watching with people more so. Um, 
Yeah, I guess, I guess in that sense, I, I need the, I guess I would need the type of person where it's like, we're going to have like a long conversation about this, right? Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go if it means if the conversation is just, yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was neat. Oh yeah, of course. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> I need something more than that. Uh, well, so in if, terms of if I live literally on like on your street, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, we'd probably be watching like every movie. Yeah. <laughs> in that case. I like getting my, <laughs> I like getting my dad's perspective on things and how he, well, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a lot more normie than we are because we're fucking weirdos. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's good to get his perspective and what he likes, what he doesn't like. And, you know, it's good just bonding what? and that sort of thing. I think I would have so. talked about it back in 20 fucking 19, 18. I don't even know, but I saw um, us with my dad. My dad likes everything pretty much at this point, certainly. Uh, he doesn't really care. And like Us is a movie that I think I've told you guys, like that would be a perfect EFAP movies movie. It is utterly fucking nonsensical. And it's driven entirely by allegory. Like if you watch reviews of it, they only talk about Ugh. what it means. They cannot talk about what actually happens. I fucking um, hate shit like that. It's not like I'm thinking of ending things. There is um, a system. Like things happen? They, yes, things happen and there is a oh. system they present and it is so hilariously fucking stupid and makes no sense at all. Like it's, it's fun to talk about, I'm sure, but like, when we came out of that film, I, I remember just being like, fuck me, that made no sense at all. My dad was just like, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> like, um, uh, he had no clue. Like, the, the, the commentary was just, like, dead, because it's just, that film is, anyone in chat seen it, it is a fucking ride. I went and saw Captain Marvel with my dad, and he said it was maybe the worst, he said, one of the things he said was, he said, rags, um, and I said, yes, Rags Senior. And he said, I've been watching movies for decades. I've seen, I don't know how many movies I've seen over my, you know, 50, 60, whatever years of life, whatever he said. And I think that I could safely say that that is actually one of the worst movies that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he yeah, just wanted that, to make it very clear to me how much he hated that. Um, and I guess on that note, we have ran out of time, from what I understand. About more or less, yeah. More or less. Um, what we'll do, of course, is save the remaining Super Chats for Wednesday. We'll tackle these first, and then we'll go back to catching up with um, as much as we can for that day. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hungry. We've been, we've been kind of going at it. Oh, no. No, no. Nine hours. You fuck. Oh, no. Nine hours. Oh, ah. It's so over a third short. of the day. That's longer than a typical work shift. <laughs> Yeah, just so we're clear. You must keep dancing. You, we're like those people from, you know, the the Great Depression who had to dance, dance, and you just want us to keep going. You hate us, chat. You hate us. You don't want us to rest or eat. You hate us. Short man, bad indeed. Well, it's been it's been a whole lot of. Oh wait, did we do we want to do the the thing of showing the uh, the trailer for the Resident Evil stuff, or is it a bit too late for that? Uh, it's too late we, for me. Maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can just direct everyone that way. Cause I yeah. really enjoyed that trailer. I, I thought it was really great. Well then you know what? Yeah, there we go. Let me get a URL that yeah. okay. way better than the trailers for the slop we've been getting normally. I was gonna say, yeah, so for those who Normal don't know, movies, yeah. it would be weird if you're like a super EFAP fan but you have no idea this thing exists. In fact, you know what? I'm curious. Tell me in chat if you haven't if you're unaware this exists. There is a trailer right now. It's the newest video on Moolah. For the Resident Evil EFAP movies arc, which specifically is the Paul W.S. Anderson ones. Um, I wonder if that's worth putting in the title. It's in the thumbnail, you'll be able to see it's the Mila Jovovich ones, but 
There's a couple people who were like, you doing the animated ones too? It's like, no. Because <laughs> like, fucking insane. We don't care. Um, but yeah, the so check that out as soon as this stream ends. And see all the little highlights. Because uh, you can be getting that across all of Spooky Ween while we spend Spooky Ween, at least the days those are premiering probably, recording the arc for next year. It's going to be fun. And uh, the next time you see us, we should have our spooky avatars, right? Oh, wait. Wednesday, is that? Let me have a look. Um, no, no, it will be next Friday is... Uh, the first, yes. The first. So, right. Oh, so then, yeah, it will be next week. Fuck, all right, that's that's a, that's a something to put on my to-do list. <laughs> yes. Make that. I already got mine. I have mine. a couple from last year that I, I, I enjoy quite a bit. I, I can see if I... I'm getting one new one made that I quite like. Maybe I can have them... I think I might be able to get them to do a... Um, a Halloween version of that one. That do might it. be cool. I'll um I'll change into my costume on the Saturday, October second, to show Rags live. I reckon he'll like it. Maybe. Ooh yeah. I, I always make I always make Mahler dress up for me. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't figured out what I want it to be yet. I've got to make that decision. You want to be the very best, for me. That's what you want. Well, because I've already done like sort of a skull thing, and then I did Frankenstein. So. Number three has to be maybe uh something. yeah if you, I, if you I want think, you I think I can make like a werewolf thing. maybe well I already got that so I don't I gotta do something a little bit well, different you can have fun here's with the thing it. you if you want to incorporate that into other stuff you could have like the like it's painted on the skull is painted on you know the, your eyes are black that kind of fun that could be something oh a maybe. furry yeah. No, Chozo. Yeah, they're furries. <laughs> no, that. Why would you say that? Cuz. Have you seen them? They're like bird people. Yeah, they are bird people. Why would that make yeah. them furries? They've got Cause. feathers. No, I, oh, no, no, it's all under the umbrella. Scalies, furries, the whole thing. Wait. There's a whole bunch of suggestions which are helping me out, so. A scalies under the furry umbrella? Yeah. So then, it just means animals, basically, of all kinds. Would if I if somebody yeah. dressed up as an ant, would that be a furry? <laughs> uh, there are there are bug furries. Okay, okay. I feel like furry they're, is not they're, a they're very... term here. It's well, just it's, it's a cover... that is a human being. Well, it's it's well, no, not no, not goblins are not furries. <laughs> nor why are, are they not? Furries? Why are they not furries? I'm just. I'm just I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what it is. I think it's because generally, these are the furries that they are based on some kind of a, a mythical or real animal. So, so if I dressed up as a unicorn, that's not a furry. Yeah. But if I dressed up as a horse, it would be. Yeah, so they're both. Furries. You're telling me that birds count as so, well. Sorry, Chozo are fictional, mythical, like they're aliens, so they're not yeah. furries. No, you, you you don't have to be real. They're not furry. You said that it. No, I said sorry, mythical. you can't. I, I, I did yeah, say mythical or real. You, that, unfortunately, it's over for you, Frank. Like, I said, I said mythical or real. I maybe didn't hear me. Mythical or real. So unicorn would count then. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm sorry. I'm pretty there are unicorn sure furries, said no. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure you do. just said no. So goblins they definitely count are. then. So not goblins. goblins count. You said goblins mythical are like creatures. Animals. Goblins are mythical. Uh, they're not like animals, right? And generally, they take their inspiration or their traits from like an animal, like uh, it could be a wolf or a unicorn or a dragon or a griffin or something like that. And 
those animal traits sort of put it underneath that furry umbrella. But if it's a like an orc from Elder Scrolls, those generally why would a Chozo be an animal then? If they're like a if they're a species that are seemingly sentient and capable of creating technologies and stuff, then they're not birds. Well, because they point. have avian characteristics aesthetically. Okay, I'm pretty sure that goblins have characteristics of like mammals. <laughs> Does that make them furries think, at this I point think, and human beings well, too? Well, I think we generally were able to draw that distinction, like where a human is okay. an animal. I feel like, like I'm, I'm drawing human. a different distinction then. Chozo, they're, they're just aliens, all right? Yeah. Alien. So there are aliens that are, because if they have like like cat people from like Stellaris Wait, or is, something, those are. Is Star Fox like a furry to you? Umbrella. Oh, oh, absolutely. Star Fox is a furry. Jesus Christ. Oh, don't get me started on Crystal. Oh, my God. It never ends with that. Well, Kristen was the original, right? She was like the. She uh... is generally regarded as the original. The I don't. The almost the poster child of furriness. The same with like Maid Marian. I was under the impression that a furry is the person who fucking dresses up in those suits, not a, a animal. Or yeah, thing. the animal itself isn't the furry, right? No, it's just it's just an idol of a furry. The, yeah. It's generally considered a broad term, but like a person so then, who wears so like a, a fur cat, suitor. Like if I if I just see a cat, it's like, oh, you're a furry cat. It's no. just out here. Well, a cat is furry, but a cat wouldn't be like a furry. What if okay, it's well, then now, if you wanted, now if furry, then. well, he is a he's a fox and he walks and talks. He's anthropomorph uh, anthropomorphic to a reasonable degree, so. He's generally so it is it is umbrella. them talking. That's like the most important part then. Them talking, um, or at the hmm. very least, having behavior that is human-like. Yes, that's the. It's, Wait, it's, it's, is it's King the, Shark a fairy? Uh, he I has to he be by your definition. Falls Fuck under that. the umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah, making my. Exactly. <laughs> making these awesome characters fairies. Hey, furries are everything. There, it is a very broad. Hey, I don't consider myself like the. I you'd have to furries. be, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're stuttering there. Like, yeah, yeah you've, been, you've been pretty sure about all of this. You must have lots of knowledge. Hey, yeah. I mean, doctors know a lot about cancer, but they don't like cancer, so... Yeah, I agree. That's fine. You know a lot about it, though. You said, you said <laughs> animals have about human it. Yeah. behavioral traits of furries. You are a dog that is, like, sentient. Yeah, boy. I guess you're yeah. a furry, Rags. There are some who have called me furry. I have been known to <laughs> That's be one way to answer that. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah, it was a great episode. Fun. See you next time. Betcha. Yeah, everybody. Bye -bye. Toodaloo. Check out the bye Resident bye. Evil Efab Movies Og official trailer. And don't yeah. miss Black Widow in theaters near you. See the stunning mid thing of girl person ninja as she destroys a castle in the sky. Sweet. Bye -bye. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Toodle-doo. Cha-cha.